Yo, what's good? This is your man Montel Jordan, and you're listening to Rap Rankings because this is how they rank it. That's right. Timestamps in the description. I don't know what that means, but it means something to y'all, so it means something to me. Hey, thank y'all for letting my music be a part of the soundtrack to your lives and to your successful podcast. All right? God bless. R-A-N-K-I-N-G-S, 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 R-A-N-K-I-N-G-S. All I got to say to that is uh, somebody tell Elliot Wilson we pod different. We made it. It's Season that 10. fucking finale. Season 10 finale, finale for the initiated. Uh, the mixtape season. <laughs> what have we learned to reach this point here tonight? Is there is there any grand learned? grand proclamation about mixtapes or doing ten seasons of a program, or are we just uh, gonna keep rabbing because that's what we do? <laughs> uh, honestly, I just I think there's no lessons, and we're just gonna keep rabbing. We're gonna keep it rolling. We must keep this rolling, Mel. And what is this? Oh, well, come on. This is Rap Rankings, a.k.a. Rab, the show where we listen to, rate, rank, and discuss every album and mixtape in hip-hop history. It's October 26, 2022, as we record this. Uh, I'm Mel, the junior captain. Okay. Uh, and and who are you again? Uh, this is Moles, the captain, checking in. Uh, your captain is speaking, and he is here to say uh, welcome to the season finale of season 10, the mixtape season. Hmm. Season finale energy. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sort. I'm sort of afraid. I, I can't lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to the audience. Last finale, I almost got my car jacked with my brother in it. You know, we had at the time our longest episode yet. We were sitting in front of this mic like what six, seven hours. <laughs> oh, for that Kendrick, yeah, yeah, that was that was crazy. I mean, that ended up being a nearly twelve hour episode. Yeah, it's a classic, though, you know? So I'm just afraid because I heard the Kia boys, they're they're on the rise again. They're surging again. Well, <laughs> so, not only the Kia boys, we got to worry about the re-up gang, too, okay? Oh, yeah, they're working. I heard about them. Yeah, yeah, the re-up gang. What are they doing to people? Um, They're just re-uploading dead links at the moment. <laughs> Well, hey, I mean, it sounds like we, we should be down with the gang. We should try to join. You should end the whole thing. Let them both down easy. Mules, folks, Mules has been courted by both the Buzz and the Crips since season three. I think you should let them both know. You know, sit them down, be mature and responsible. Be like, listen, I fielded both offers. I've had a lot of time to consider, but I think I'm going to go with the re-up gang. Well, you know, Mel, funny enough, I'm already a former re-up gang member. Oh, you left? Everyone left. It's defunct. <laughs> so this is like the what is it? What was uh bat? What was it? which which Batman? It started with like the new Jokers. Like they were, is that what it was? They were like the new like they were like uh with their like acolytes. 
It's like they couldn't be, you know, they're trying to bring the Joker. Maybe that's Batman. I have no Beyond. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Comic book now. <laughs> Y'all know I got CTE. Okay, look, I'm going to no, tell was... you right now, it wasn't like that. That's not okay. what happened. Okay, I know, I'm, I'm saying like the new generation of re-uploaders. Like they heard about the original re-up gang, so they're trying to like relaunch the gang is what I'm saying. Yeah, but I don't trust them if it's not the original members. Okay, so it's... All right, well, I mean, if it's the original members, I'm sure they'll let you back in. You can just walk in like, hey, I thought we were done, you know? <laughs> well, listen, all right, I'll get into it in the background info, but I'll talk about my days in the re-up gang as a G-Unit soldier. Oh, wow, both? Same damn I time? mean, I'm all, I was a G-Unit soldier before I became a member of the re-up gang, so I kind of let them know ahead of time, are you okay with this? And they said that they were. Was 50 okay with that? I don't think he cared. It was, okay. it was the equivalent of, um, you know, Tony Khan letting John Moxley wrestle at all these shindy, you know, uh, hole in the wall mud shows, basically, but still having him be on his nationally televised product. I mean, Fifty probably heard, and you know, he was like, "You read again? Tell him to read all my links. All the G Unit radios." <laughs> you know, like, yeah, he probably saw it as a good business opportunity. We know he has a brilliant business mind. You know, so he was fine with you being a G unit soldier, also moonlighting in the re-up gang. It all makes sense. It all makes sense. Also, it's a gang. It's it's a different sort of affiliation. It's not like an army. Right, right, right. Yeah. I gang, can't be a part of any other of, armies. Yeah, right, right. There's when it comes to like group rankings. OK, there's there may be nothing higher than an army. Okay? See, what or happened like a, was I left the rock army. And joined the G-Unit Battalion. Got it. <laughs> okay. And underneath those things, like a military service would be like a gang. Underneath right. a gang would be like a club. Or like a, maybe yeah. like a guild or something. And underneath that, that would be a pod with two <laughs> stupid fucks who review rap albums for hours on end every week with a fake week off in between. Every oh, season. It's fake. it's fake as hell. Okay. It's fake as hell. So for us. we don't, we, there, this we is have not been a week <laughs> We don't know what that is. A and week this off. ain't we no finale. Anyway. Okay. Because we'll be right back to it. <laughs> as soon as we're done recording this, we'll be doing the next thing. Okay. Wait, is this, is this officially the episode where I have the breakdown? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you can't plan the breakdown. It just builds up, but I, I get it. Like I have a tingly sense. This could be the one where I just lose it on air. Okay. So, yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, how does the show work? Oh, yeah, listen, folks, the show works using our rating system, okay? It has always worked that way. It has never not worked. Even back in the beta test seasons, uh, season zero, it ran on the rating system. It's been powered by that that generator, that that self-operating machine known as the rating system, okay, ever since. And, and, it's, and it's still working to this day, and it's just, it's, What's beyond a well-oiled machine? They just, they dump more oil in it, okay? So it's even more oil. It's just <laughs> so much oil. We never run out of oil. Why never do you think the gas price has been going up so much? Right, because we use it. Hey, surprise, it was us. We used all the oil. <laughs> we got it for cheap. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not even, I'm not even on caffeine tonight. Okay. Well, listen. This thing that's dripping in all sorts of oil. You, you want you want to just hit the button so they can they can hear how this machine works. 
Yeah, hit it. All right. Uh, here we go. The rating system is simple. Each song is rated on a scale of 1 to 10. These numbers do not reflect the quality of a song, as that is indeterminable. Instead, each number reflects the level of enjoyment. In short, here's what each number means. 10 means, this is a perfect song to me, one of my favorite songs of all time. 9 means, I love it. 8 means, I like it a lot. 7 means, I like it. 6 means, it's alright. I don't dislike it, but I can't say that I like it. 5 means, I feel practically nothing about this. 4 means, it's not the worst thing I've ever heard, but I dislike it. 3 means, I dislike it. 2 means, I hate it. And 1 means, I absolutely can't stand it. One of the worst things I've ever heard. Side note, when you hear mules or I add a plus or a minus to the ratings, understand that those pluses and minuses have no mathematical or statistical value. They are merely indicators that mean one of two things. First thing it means is like it's saying a stronger light version of that number. You hear a 6 plus, it's like a strong 6. 8 minus, light 8. Second thing it means is, you know, the rating could go up or down in the future. That's six plus, it's on the border. It could be a seven minus one day or or eight or a nine or a 10, or it could drop. You know, the point is the ratings on this show are not static. We have a whole segment dedicated to changing ratings when needed called I Was Fucking Tripping. So look out for that. Other than that, don't fret about the pluses and minuses. Once every song on an album is rated, three separate ratings are determined. The takeaway rating, the average rating, and the weighted rating. The takeaway rating is the percentage of songs liked, that is, songs rated 7 or higher. For example, on a 10-song album, if you like 5 songs, the takeaway rating would be 50%. The average rating is the percentage obtained by dividing the sum of the song scores by the highest possible score that particular album can receive. For example, each song can receive a maximum score of 10 points. So, if an album has 10 songs, the highest possible score would be 100 points. The weighted rating is the percentage obtained by adding the takeaway rating to the average rating and dividing by 2. Once we have our separate weighted ratings, we add those together and divide by two, with the resulting percentage being considered the final and definitive rating used to ultimately rank the album on the giant board of every rap album in history. Lastly, for particularly high-scoring albums, there are special designations that can be attained under our record club system. The qualifications are as follows. Silver Record Club is for albums that achieve a weighted rating between 75 and 79.9%. Golden Record Club is for albums that achieve a weighted rating between 80 and 84.9%. Platinum Record Club is for albums that achieve a weighted rating between 85 and 89.9%. And Diamond Record Club is for albums that achieve a weighted rating between 90 and 100%. That's it. That's the rating system. And we've returned. We're, we're, we're greased up, well-oiled, the machine, the rating system. It's good to go, and now you know how it works. Uh, yeah, so when we are throwing out those ratings later... You know what each one of them means. And if you miss Montel Jordan Jordan up top for the last time, I'm hearing. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a new new intro person. Maybe Kevin Gates was cheering for, you know. I wanted to say real quick, shout out to Jonathan Cloud for for suggesting somebody who I didn't even know was on Cameo. He may have changed our plans for who we had booked as the next intro. We're not saying who. Okay. We'll never tell, but you'll hear. All right. All I'll say is we got the next few seasons booked out now. So, you know, the celebs will keep coming. But if you missed Montel in the intro, timestamps are in the description, T-I-T-D. And uh, that means if you go into the notes section of this podcast, you'll see... 
if you want to just jump straight into the We Got It For Cheap Volume 2 background info and just listen to the review from there, that's an option. You can go straight to our review of Lethal Injection by Ice Cube, which we'll be doing in part one here during Rab Express, a segment our patrons vote on, uh, you know, most weeks, not this week, but soon. And, whatever, uh, whatever you want to do with those. Yeah, whatever you want to do. You know? All the timestamps are in the description. Each song is in there individually. And uh, I advise all who have a problem with the length of this show to learn and love TITD. Timestamps are in the description once more and for the last time. Well, no, I mean, they'll always be in the description, but Montel won't be telling you anymore. So. Oh, I'm saying I'm telling you for the last time for this episode, at least. Oh, oh, for this episode. Okay. I was uh, I was looking for the full version of that drop to send him out, you know, or, or the uh, intro one last time to hear his. At uh, a certain point, I will probably stop saying it and it should just be understood. They'll never understand. Okay. If I know anything about people, it's that they'll never understand. You're gonna have to tell them until the end of time, pal. I hate I hate to uh, break it to you, <laughs> but yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Montel will be going away, and uh, we won't. So that out of the way, is, is it time to clean the house? Yes, okay. gotta hit that folder. All right. Well, here we go. I'm opening the folder. Uh, we got Rab. 50 songs about houses and homes for 2022. Uh, last week, we played that Dudley Perkins. Uh, yes. So what are we going to play this week for house? the fuck knows? Uh, what's the deal with this? Uh, I mean, we're doing clips. I don't think there's anything that aligns with clips here in this folder. What, who's Junior Wells? What's, what's this? What's it? This is 96. Junior Wells. Junior Wells. Um if I had to guess, it's either blues or reggae. Uh, okay, okay. I mean, the, the album is Come On In This House, and it's the title track of the album, Come On In This House. And we do want them to come on in this house already. 96 is a good year. I mean, Junior Wells, you know, this came from my music oh. library, obviously. It did. It came from Wolves' uh, you know, and Wolves collected some things from his eyes. Maybe we should play Martin Luther because it's the Black Card era, you know? It is the Black Card era. I got black era, cards in my wallet for blacks. That's what Young Thug Junior was Wells. Okay. Junior Wells is who I thought he was. He's a blues musician. He's, he's a. Listen, let's play Junior Wells. Okay, let's play Junior Wells. <laughs> let's play Junior Wells. All right, Junior Wells. I hope it's well, Junior. Okay. Because uh, you're just going to be stuck in a house with some bad music, if not. But uh, here we go. Uh, come on in this house. This week's theme song for housekeeping. Is that that harmonica? Sounding like a damn harmonica. Okay. What we want to do? Use your mind. So don't. And I'm begging you. <laughs> I'm begging you. 
I'm bugging. You sing like Trey songs. Come on in this house. <laughs> okay, there no, this is, great. Welcome this is house great. Yeah, this old house. Yeah, this old At least a flat A. When you hear me, hello. Housekeeping. Mm, that was good. That it's was that good. Blues. You know, anybody who's seen the film Barbarian, I feel like this is what the guy by the water tower listens to. Oh, speaking of which, shout out to uh, Christopher Lynch for yep. the Making recommendation. The yeah. Now Mules and Mel have both seen Barbarian. I loved it. Mel liked it. Yeah, basically. Mules loves it. You know? Yeah, Mel eight, likes eight, it. Probably A plus. Okay, so you almost maybe. love it. A plus for Mules. Yeah, I mean, I really a, liked it. Mel liked it. I'm gonna go flat seven for now. I'm gonna go flat flat seven. seven. Okay, yeah. there you go. You know, but great suggestion. By uh, it, it would be a it would be a seven point five on the you know seventy five percent on the board. It, go right, hey, it's a film club. <laughs> it's a film club. Hey, we'll have a message about that actually later in the hotline segment. You know. Okay, uh, so so we'll, we'll we'll get there eventually, but uh, yeah, shout out to him for that recommendation. Turns out, yeah, Junior Wells a great choice for this finale. Great choice. Okay, that was that that was that blues. I think playing a harmonica, you know, come on in this house. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we in here now, so we can't just stand here like some idiots. <laughs> Guess I gotta uh, do the housekeeping. So let's see what's on the agenda here. Oh, what do you know? It still hasn't changed in all these seasons. Let's start at the top. Plug social media. All right. Sure. Find us on Twitter at Rap Rankings. Find us on Instagram at The Rap Rankings. Find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Rap Rankings. If those handle things have launched, it will be at Rap Rankings. Yeah. You know, thankfully. Um, find us on TikTok at Mules and Mail, M-O-U-L-Z-A-N-D-M-E-L. Uh, make sure to rate us everywhere. I think they've been doing it, bro. Think, I think two people it. gave us gave us five stars because our rating went up on that Spotify. They've been doing it. Um, They've been doing it. I, I, I appreciate periodically it. check, and I appreciate it. It also helps the show rise up on the charts and grow. So keep yeah. it coming. Yeah, you know I check, and it feels like you know it had been a long periodically time <laughs> since it, it since it, it it went up, but it, it's gone up. All right, we got our, our star rating has increased on Spotify. I think we've always been kind of solid on Apple. What are we, like a 4.9, something like that? 4.8, 4.9. One yeah, idiot one gave hater. us a one star because of the Drake. Somewhere. It was either you know? the Drake or the Tyler first listen. Yeah, we know about them. Okay. Anyway, uh, folks, you know the deal. Uh, give us great ratings and make us feel good. And we'll allow you to come on in this house. We'll let you do it even if you don't like us. The house is open for anyone to just walk into. Okay. But uh yeah. Anyway, uh Oh no. Keep... Last time that happened, it resulted in the twenty seventeen Darren Aronofsky film Mother. Ooh. <laughs> That's a reference. Okay. Yeah. That was a good film. I know that Ten was movies, polarizing. Suck my dick. Okay, no, it's ain't no polarizing. Ten movies, suck my dick. Yeah, okay. I know y'all felt ways about it. I understand why you would feel ways about it, but that was good. At least you peak, feel something. peak psychological horror. Like that was an unforgettable film. Okay, and that's so, what happens when you let everybody into your house. Oh man, I, I well, hey, if that's really our protocol, I shudder to think what uh like season twenty nine will look like. It's gonna be that. It's gonna be 
they're going to be they got Jesse up like that baby, you know? Oh man. <laughs> yeah, Jesse, uh, our third member me down, being the okay? baby from mother is crazy. That is crazy. Uh, <laughs> I'm an adult, okay? Put me down. Yeah. They're, okay. they're okay. They're ripping me up. Okay, I guess <laughs> I'm not. Gonna... <laughs> I thought Moles and Mel was gonna take care of me. <laughs> okay, we can't. We can't go too off the deep end just yet. He'll be on later. He's on this. He's on this episode, folks. He's okay, sitting in for the whole review tonight. Classic okay. Jesse sitting in for the whole thing. Right. We we'll have plenty of chances to go on it's that changes. finale energy. Let's right. go. Oh, man. Oh, that's definitely coming to Rap Studios, the mother remake. But, um, yeah, listen, folks, uh, find us on our website, okay? It's uh, raprankings.com. Easy as that. It's a .com, and we pay for it, and we're glad to pay for it, all right? And uh, what, do you, what do you see on that website when you go there? I'll tell you, because it is the best website on the entire internet. It, it is the best. It's, it's not the, the biggest, but it's the best. You know, it's yeah, actually yeah. quite simple. Uh, the fact that it's the best, but not the biggest. Well, yeah, because, you know, if it was the biggest, maybe biggest it would be somewhat complicated. Better. You know, you know, I big, mean, there's a lot to cover, but best is, you know, it's very streamlined is what I mean to say. Right. OK, listen, when it comes to us, we have a bigger we have a bigger and the bigger is is also the best, but it's it's not the best. They share. <laughs> I'll get into it. Anyway, we're on the best website, raprankings.com. The second you, you go, go on there, that site right now, second you log, well, you don't have to log on. You don't have like accounts there. You know, you know that's what you say. Maybe one day. day, log on to raprankings.com. Shit, maybe one day. I mean, with the proper infrastructure, I'd love the ability. I mean, we have all always to give people with the, right. accounts. And then let people upload their boards as well. Yes! We've, we've been talking about this for years. This isn't just a riff. Like, yeah, potentially one day you could have a Rap Rankings account and, you know, up, it'd be like Letterboxd, sort of, you know? But, like, all the Rap Rankings community people, they would have... It'd be, it's good times, okay? The times haven't happened yet, but they're already good. I know they are. So, yeah, raprankings.com. You go there, first thing you see. Remember in that rating system? I was talking about that giant board. You're like, yeah, giant board. You can't afford no board. You're broke. You're poor. We heard about you. Listen, it's a digital board. It's a real board. It's right there on rapbrainheats.com. The giant board of every rap album in history. Okay. You you can expand that board. Click it. Click to expand the board. You expand the board and you got a full look at all of the titular rankings thus far. You can sort the rankings by, you know, go to the columns. Uh, You want to see Mules' list, Mel's list. You know, you want to do whatever you want to do with it. Okay. You can do it with the board, you know, and it's great. Okay. (laughs) Do it with the board. (laughs) Don't, don't have intercourse with the board. Just do whatever you want to do with the board. You know, fuck the board. If you want to fuck the board, you can fuck the board. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. You don't have edit privileges. Do whatever you want to do. (laughs) Right. Okay. Um, And let me tell you something else. You click right next to it, that mixtape board, you can do all that same freaky shit you were doing with the mixtape board, too. Okay? Oh, the, They're both with the regular for board, whatever. Huh? What? The same, the the same things board. he was doing with the regular board. Yeah, that's what I was saying. With the other board. The same thing with the mixtape board. That's with right. 
<laughs> Listen, yeah, what, what we doing later? We doing that? Yeah, both boards are down for whatever, as Ice Cube would say. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah? Yeah, Hip hop. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's great. That raprankings.com, it's great for those reasons. Well, this mixtape board is of particular interest this season, and this That's is right. the last review it's going to be in focus on the main line. It's going back behind the paywall after this. That's right. You know, so the board will continue to mean something, but it won't be the focus anymore. You know, we'll return to the board after this season, the album board, you know, the board that the show was built on, you know, but, uh, yeah. And next to that mixtape board, you got the FAQs. Okay. I understand it's a confusing world. Sometimes Mules and Mel may be confusing, but see the, the difference between us and the rest of the world is we're going to provide answers for you hopefully. And you'll find them on raprankings.com and the FAQs. Okay. You want to hear that rating system again? If that was confusing, you can, you can, it's there. It's written out. You don't have to listen. You know, it's written out a bunch of other questions. Why do we N words in O, you know, what's small penis rap, all sorts of stuff is in that FAQs. Okay. It's great. All right. I might get that just published as its own book. You know, fuck we talking about like the little pamphlets they'd be handing out and like supermarket bathrooms, like, you know, trying to get you right with the Lord. It's like, have you talked to Jesus? Like, it, I'm going to start leaving rap rankings, FAQ pamphlets in bathrooms. Okay. Why not? You can tell I've been in a lot of bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, we know. We're a regular George Michael. Okay. What else we got? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, the singer or the Arrested Development guy? No, the singer. What was he doing in bathrooms? Well, you'll have to look that up on your own time. Oh, and if you're looking for fast love. <laughs> okay, let me not. That song is is at least a nine for the record. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, next to that, the merch. Okay, you can buy merch. If you want to wear the merchandise of two two guys like us, you can do that. All right. And Mules made sure that you don't have to be embarrassed because, you know, sometimes it's like, why do I want to wear a shirt of a podcast? I can't wear a shirt that says podcasts on it. That's just, that's a level of just, like, I can't, I can't give up the fight just yet. (laughs) Okay. That's for like your mid (laughs) forties. Exactly. (laughs) That's okay to be swagless. Okay. It's just like, yeah, podcast I listen to. Yeah, I'm a fat uh, I'm fuck. St- it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm still petitioning to get a shirt that just says the Rap Rankings Podcast in like Impact font. <laughs> just it's the male special, okay? It'll be a limited edition shirt, maybe a fringe level piece. Okay, yeah, I'll take it. Fringe level apparel, okay? I'll take that. But um, yeah, listen, people who bought the merch, they like the merch. We hope you'll like the merch if you buy the merch. Okay, all the girlies and mannies, boys, boys, (laughs) the girlies and boys will be on you, bro. Okay, you know, it's just all you got to do is wear the shirt with a nice pair of pants. Okay, we don't sell pants. Not you don't sell pants. You got to supply the pants. We got like jackets, shirts, (laughs) you know, we got a lot of hoodies. We got different, you know, accoutrement for your upper torso. We don't have the lower stuff yet. That's right. That's right. Okay. That's a great, it's a great shop. It's a great shop. All right. And We're also not work. affiliated with Mel's cock rings. Big cartel. <laughs> or whatever it is. It's a separate side business. Um, and I sub, I'm, you know, it's a, a sex positive podcast. Mm. You know, I support his endeavors, but 
you know, I'm that is uh, listen, this is one thing, that's another thing, you know. I wouldn't sell no cock rings. I've never understood their utility. I know that they're supposed I think they help with blood flow or something. Like uh, I don't really know what they're there for. I must admit. Okay. Shout out to all my cock ring users. Uh, Call in 718-635-0743. If you use a cock ring, I mean, feel free to let us know. Oh, listen. You know? Hey, listen. In the in the group hierarchy, the cock ring users, they would be crew. You know? It's the crew. Shout out to crew. You know, y'all are underneath army and gang and all that other stuff. Crew is like, maybe that's like the lowest level. You know, just a crew. But uh, yeah, shout out to the CRU. Okay, uh, but listen, the website's the best. Like I was saying, we got the biggest. We, we got, got the biggest. biggest one. We got the. And biggest we officially one. have the biggest. Okay, it's here, okay. folks. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah, it's, it's here. Time. here. <laughs> it's out. Oh man! Well, what, if you're hey, a patron. You already well, know. Let me tell them. It's patreon.com slash rap rankings. That's the biggest website. And what just dropped on the biggest website? Tell them. Tell them what just dropped. The fourth annual Halloween Spectacular. Yeah. And listen, it's out. We can tell you what it is. Mel? Yeah. What is you it? Want me, you want me to tell them? Okay. Well, yeah. listen, folks. Moves Mel, proud to present to you the fourth annual Halloween Spectacular. An audio commentary. I don't know what his voice is. It's an old nigga voice. But for the 90th anniversary of Todd Browning's 1932 horror classic, Freaks. Full audio commentary for the film. The first ever Mules and Mel film commentary ever. Well, okay. We've done like a watch along, but this was way yeah, more Yeah, but no, those, those are show. Tales from the Crypt and Are You Afraid of the Dark. Those are shows. Right, you know? right, those right. This, this is a, a mix of, Motion I picture. would say... Um, about 60, 70% commentary, 30% watch along. Oh, okay. You know, um, there's a lot more information and facts and things that you get in this versus Mm -hmm. what we did last year. But this is kind of a, you know, a kind of a, a sister project to what we did last year by doing the, you know, watch along with Are You Afraid of the Dark and Tales from the Crypt. We went and did a full movie. We did a whole movie. Okay. A short movie, but um, as you'll find out if you listen, my favorite film of all time. Moses' favorite film. I was happy to sit in and uh, and, and and do something special with, with, with the man Moles, you know? So that's available, fourth annual, okay? It, it, it's yeah, it's finally watch, out. Go watch Freaks with our commentary. If you've never seen it, uh, maybe watch the movie, then go and watch our commentary. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I mean, hey, we gave y'all kind of a double a double feat because we, we gave you haunted house rankings too, just on a whim before that dropped. So hey, if you yeah, that's if you're Patreon still in the Halloween well. mood after that, go check out Haunted House rankings on that Patreon, you know? You get the HD walkthroughs of all the houses we went into at Knox Scary Farm this year. Gotta love it. Myself, the third member. We had uh, the biggest bozo, aka the biggest misrepresenter, eighty eight. Yeah, we had the algorithm Stilo, who, you know, he's he's enjoying a very special week of uh, midnights. <laughs> well, right I now. I, I'm I'm sure he's enjoying it musically, but he's he's worked to death. He's he's been worked to death. Uh, you know, getting a Taylor review up 
in time to, uh, you know, satisfy the Swifties is no easy task. All right. So prayers for Stilo uh, and all content creators out there who are who are struggling, <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah. Um, hey, you know what? At least she sets release dates and sticks to them. But more on that later. Oh, don't 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 fucking get me started. No, I'll get you started. Waste later. man up north, you know. Okay, we got that in the news segment. But yeah, what else we got on Patreon this season? We did four bonus mixtape reviews this season. We did. We absolutely did. Uh, they're all out now. They're available now. Uh, what they got this season in terms of exclusive uh, reviews, you know, you get obviously join the Patreon, you get more rap rankings. You get those exclusive reviews. You know, we're in the mixtape season, so they were all mixtapes, but you know, in ordinary seasons, you get a bonus album review every season. And then you get mixtape reviews because mixtape reviews are usually Patreon exclusive, but you know, that was the whole point of season 10, the mixtape season, bring them to the RSS feed. You know, they'll go back, you know, on that paywall, not the season 10 episodes, just, you know, normal mixtape episodes. But yeah, uh, you still got Patreon stuff this season, though. And what you got was Action Bronson and Party Supplies, Blue Chips 2, Chief Keef Back from the Dead, Earl Sweatshirt, Earl, and Gucci Mane, World War Three Lean. Uh, so yeah, that, 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 that was the slate. Fun yeah, time. Lean is uh, out now, folks. Oh, Lean's been out. When, when was... No, like, Lean came out the day before the Halloween minute? special. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know Lean's out now. I'm talking about when it actually. Oh, like, the Lean, lean like, cough, the Lean syrup. Yeah, a long time days. ago, very long time ago. But World War Three Lean is out now. That's right. In case you were waiting um, on that one, I know someone messaged us. When's it coming? Well, now it's out. It's out. It is out. Uh, so get your cups of Lean and enjoy that. Okay. Um, but yeah, listen, the value on this Patreon, it doesn't end there. Like, it's like, oh my God, you did audio, audio commentary for a film. You, you did freaking Haunted House rankings. You gave us more rap rankings. I mean, what's wrong with you guys? This is so much value. Like, you know, only $4.99. And I said, well, I, hey, pal, I guess you got it for cheap. Okay. And it's going to stay like Look, that forever. We ain't no more tears. To, when it comes to value, Save those tears for another day. We oh, yeah, got it for cheap. Okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we need to get weekends to, like, record a drop. Of, like, I'm Abel Tesfaye, and make sure to save your tears for another day, because <laughs> are staying at four ninety nine. We're the Arizona iced tea can of, of the podcast game. That's right. That is right. Unlike other people that folded $5 foot-long Little Caesars pizza you know, all sorts of people that folded, not us. Okay. Staying at that four new inflation be damned. Okay. It's never changing. Actually, right, no. And in, inflation, actually, we, us keeping it at the same price has, inflation has more of a bearing on our price than our price has a bearing on it. Well, right? I would say, uh, yeah, you're, yeah, you're correct. Okay. But hey, four ninety nine is still the best deal in podcasting. Right still four ninety, yeah, no. If if we knew about you know economics and stuff, we would adjust it so that it would be four ninety nine. You know, throughout any point in time, based on the the period we started the Patreon, but we ain't got that kind of time to follow those those things. So. Yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, the value is not done, folks, okay? Because what else do you get? Oh, man. 
Well, hey, these mixes, they just got one this week for this Clips review, right? Oh, my God. Listen, you got a mix. It's a mixtape, actually, that I made and pressed up some copies back in the day of. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called Side Hustles. It's the DJ Purell and the Clips mixtape. And I, Mules, was <laughs> DJ Purell. And it was a tape of, like non-album, non-mixtape songs, and just like Lucy's that were around during that label limbo era for clips, as well as, you know, certain things like features that they had hopped on and stuff. Side Hustles. Wow. Which I think was actually the name of the UGK guest feature compilation as well. Mm. But it was 06, and I uh, didn't know any better, so... (laughs) Listen, it's Side Hustles, and I'll play a song from it during This Week in Moles and Mel. Oh, that sounds good. And it's out now. So, listen, it's a mix that I'll say, I already made a Side Hustles too, but I'm waiting for us to do Hell Half No Fury. Um, I made a Side Hustles too as a Rap Rankings branded tape. I am not altering this in any way, including replacing lower quality songs with higher quality versions I'd come to get later on down the line. This is the original upload, I suppose, and uh, potentially CD rip of my 2006 Side Hustles mixtape. The original. Available now. Yeah. Okay, it's out now. And there's many more mixes where that came from as well on the Patreon. The mix catalog continues to grow. I think we're averaging about three or four per season right now. Yeah. Gotta give them mixes, you know? Gotta give them value. Um, Doesn't yeah, end so there. It, 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 listen, no, no, not us. Not not our Patreon. Maybe those lesser ones, the value ends there. What else do you get? Oh, man. Well, I mean, we talked about some of that miscellaneous stuff, you know, with the commentary and the haunted. But, hey, there's more of that, you know, to come. You know, fast food rankings is on the way this Thanksgiving. Um, yes. We're the doing buttery uh, week. The buttery week we're doing. Uh, what is it? What's the full title? This is not a long con. The worst of Mules and Mel. Yeah, Mel and I will be doing a versus against each other, featuring our worst music we've ever recorded as rappers. Yeah, yeah from our from our time as as uh, active uh, aspiring professional musicians. No, we were professional. I don't be... want to say we're aspiring. We were no, we were professional. Whether they cared about us or not, we were professionals. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll be doing that between the week of Christmas and New Year's. That's right. Valentine's Day. Uh, oh well, you know, <laughs> smut rankings, nigga. <laughs> okay, we talking that porn on Valentine's Day, twenty twenty three. I cannot wait. Okay, that's gonna be some good ass miscellaneous content. All right, but uh, yeah, I mean, and and there's more in the past that has happened. There's more to come when it comes to that miscellaneous content. But uh, still, the value continues. What else do you get? You get uh, State of the Rankings. Don't forget the table read, by the way. Oh, the table table read. (laughs) Coming 2023. Uh, Um, Can I be candid on this finale? Always, always. That's what we do. We're candid guys. The table read's still happening. This movie ain't about the erotic barber anymore. Oh, man. Wow. By the time I get around... To finishing this thing, that joke will have run its course. It's already potentially have, has run its course. Mm. 
Wow. And this is my explanation. They said, Mules, how could you? How could you announce a, a table read of an erotic barber motion picture, feature-length motion picture, and then recant? And I'm telling him this. You motherfuckers don't know anything about living <laughs> and being Hollywood, okay? When you're Hollywood, you announce something as a working title to throw your, the scent off from all the dogs who are w- sniffing in your business, okay? It was never going to be a movie about the fucking erotic barber. And you motherfuckers okay. got had, okay? You got had, but the real movie is coming. And you know what else is coming? Shaw. 2023. Oh, man. Shaw is, is coming. coming. Gunshot again. I don't know if it's coming behind the paywall, but it's, listen, it's it's going to come. And when Shaw comes, so will everybody else. He'll be coming around the mountain when he comes, okay? It, it, it's, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you just gotta, you gotta have him come, okay? It's, it's He's coming. Right. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so the screenplay is still coming, but Mool says, uh, I swerved you all. I <laughs> swerved you all just like my hero, Vince Russo. Okay. <laughs> well, he is a hero. He's a, he's a hero. You know, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. and we're still not done because what else do they get? They get access to the Rab Express polls as patrons, okay? Yes. And uh, we have a call coming up about that, by the way, from our sponsor later on. We do have a call coming up. But, um. Yeah, I mean, hey, we know that this was the this season was the debut of uh, Rab Express, and we like to thank the patrons again for for for, for creating their basically their first Rab Express season. You know, yeah, you um, guys voted and created your own lineup, twelve reviews throughout this season. We're going to be getting to the last of it today, and yeah, then I mean, we start a new season. For next season. Yeah, the first poll um, should be out right. Um, yes, yes. The first poll for next season, uh, will be out, uh, right now as they're listening to this, but, Great. uh, yeah, the, uh, the season concludes the Rav Express first season concludes with this ice cube review coming up, uh, shortly in this episode. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you want to, you want to get in on Rav Express season two, you got to become a patron or a patron, you know? Uh, and listen, let me tell you about this being, being a patron. Okay. It's, it's. I saw something that that really touched me earlier today. The H.A. Oh, (laughs) I'm about to call this man family and then I get his name wrong. But that's very family. That's what families do. You know, they 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 give people's name. They mess up. They call you your brother's name. You know, right, right. Now, I never experienced that only child style. But, you know, my friends that had siblings, the parents would always be like, you know, saying the name of the siblings. God damn it. You know, right. Like. (laughs) They're making, they're mixing their kids up. Meanwhile, the kids look nothing alike. Right? Yeah. Uh, no, not the H A C. The H E C said something today. Um, something specific, like like wow, like Rab really is a family. You know, well, he was, and, he's been going through it. He had some unfortunate things happen in the last uh, week or two. Yeah. So I just wanted oh, to I... send him some love. You know, the third member sent him some love, and he was feeling the love. That's right. Okay. It's it's just 
we love the HEC and we're rooting for him and we're rooting for the whole Rab family. It truly is a family. And, you know, you sign up for this Patreon and you become a member of the Rap Rankings family. Just like that. You're in the, you're in the, uh, you're, you're in the family. You're part of the community. Okay. You see them people comment and you can comment too. Okay. If you hear about people sending messages, you can send them too. Okay. And you say, well, anybody can send you a message. Yeah, true. But we ain't going to respond to all of them unless you're in a family. <laughs> so, you know, a stranger sent a message. Well, you know, we might hit him with that damn, uh, you know, that Tarantino. <laughs> know what he said. Uh, who was he trying to imitate again when he said that? I have no idea. Oh, I always forget. He was like, uh, <laughs> it was Tarantino was being somebody when he said, get out of here, you fucking bitch. And we're going to be that same person when we get a message from a non-patron. Okay. It's not true. I mean, not every message gets ignored, but you know, you got, you got priority when you're a patron. Okay. Look at this. Look at this fucking guy. We gotta give him value. We gotta give him value. This man said, we're family. As long as you pay us. (laughs) That's not what I meant. That's not what, that's not what I meant. Okay, but if you're not paying us, get out of here, you <laughs> fucking bitch. Get out of, listen, we do like a 7 to 12 hour show every single week for free, okay? This is <laughs> yeah. This is like uh, a, a, enough of a time commitment at that point, I feel, to just warrant the four ninety nine for what we give them for free. But no, we give them more. We have to give them more. We have to give them an exchange right. for their dollar. In this day and age, it's just, it's the only way to keep this going. So, yeah. So, what else? Uh, There's yeah, more well, value. There is more value. Um, state of the rankings. You know, we recorded that early. Moose got a date with Halloween Horror Nights and uh, yep. a friend of the show, Abel Tesfe, aka The Weekend. Okay. I'm going on Saturday. You know, they said, no, I thought you said you don't like when people call performers by their real name. Well, he's a he's family now. He's a friend. So that's why he's able to me. You know, we, I, I love this guy. We I hang mean, out I with can, him all the time. Next time he pops up on a project that we're doing, I'm going to talk a little bit about why I love this guy so much. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to it. I'll join you. But uh, yeah, Moose is going to be at that Universal Studios. I'm jealous. It's my favorite theme park. OK. And he'll, he'll be there, so we had to record it early. But yeah, that state of the rankings is a show in between seasons where you guessed it. Tell you the state of the rankings, what's coming up on the show, what has come to pass. It's like a recap show, you know, of the season that just ended. Uh, you get you get uh, leftover hotline calls and messages that we could a get lot to. of those this season. <sighs> Man, do we? You know who it is, the Hotline King, Jesse. His mixtape dropped this season, the mixtape season, the Hotline King. Hey, that's, you get that on Patreon, you know? Yeah, exclusive mixtape, which we'll be giving away at the end of the show today, by the way. Yeah, apparently, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, uh, it's a a good tape. Check it out. Check it out. You want to know where the disdain in my voice comes from? It's it's the fucking odyssey to, to, to get this thing available for to give away it just i don't want to think about it uh anyway but yeah the tape is out it's patreon it's a great place and you know uh i want to say something and that something is the value still ain't fucking done because you got something else you get access to as a patron if, so if everything I- was this extensive for 4.99 we'd be in utopio okay oh that damn utopio yeah uh, but no, nah, y'all wanted to fucking 
do all the, the shit y'all Oh, do. and before you announce the final bit of value we provide with this Patreon, I just want to give a quick shout out to your good friend. My good friend? Briar Johnson. Oh, new buff. Oh, man. Yeah. Man. Shout out to you. That's right. And thank Ryer. you. Ryer. Ryer. Oh, I would have been a. What did, what did Jack Carl say? I would have been a jackass. Okay. He said he, he would have been a jackass. It was some story he told once. I would have been a jackass if I didn't announce your patronage. Ryer, thank you for joining. I told him he didn't have to do it. He told me don't stop him. Don't try to stop him. So I didn't. Uh, he already has. Well, we ran out of nicknames, but luckily for him, he's always had one. Okay. We call him the scholar. The scholar. Know? I love yeah, it. I mean, scholar. it fits in perfectly with, uh, with the rest of them. I told you he already had a nickname. Okay. That's just his, his race outside of the rap rankings universe. He's just the scholar in real life. So the scholar, Bryant, Bryant, Briar, David Johnson, you know, he's got a lot <laughs> of nicknames. You want to give me a social security number too? <laughs> <laughs> he's the scholar. He's uh. What did, what did, uh, this man said his full government name, middle name we call, included. We call him that all the time. <laughs> Briar David Johnson. <laughs> it's great. He's loving it. I know he's loving it. I mean, listen, man. Nightwolf Bobby, Bobby Franco, okay, Polo Huncho. <laughs> got a lot of names. Anyway, thank you for joining, man. You, you, you really didn't have to do that, okay? I, I was, I was telling him to join home. the Patreon of. A Jewish hip hop historian and a police informant what? is insane. It's just it means I, so much I am to me not every no time. Police informant, okay. This man was running through the the gang nicknames and everything, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I definitely just built the dossier on Brian. This man know. was in there. He was singing like six nine, okay, uh, saying thank you. That's how you say thank you to someone. <laughs> What's the debit card number and pin, please? And the CD Would you look at that, number Kevin? on the back. There we go. It's the police. But no, he don't think he on the team. He's on the team. Welcome to the team. Welcome to the team, Ryer. Welcome to the team. I'm not on the team with the police, for the record. Yeah, it's just so. a joke, folks. Calm down. It's just, it's, just, it's just a joke. It's just a joke. But uh, I'm not a Jewish hip-hop historian. I'm just a Jewish hip-hop head. I don't know. I think you might be selling yourself short, man. I think I, I think... still stand by the police informant statement. I'm just clarifying. <laughs> okay, all right. Where well, I, you, you know, misrepresent you, pal. All right, I was gonna give you the historian title. All right, but no, I, I mean, know Dart Adams. Okay. Oh no, that's a historian. Dart Adams, right. friend of the show. Just right. a man who's on the mic. Okay. Nice. All right. Well. uh... Right, the the value it ends here. The last bit now. of value, yes, yeah. For the Patreon expands again as it's known to do. Uh, you get access to, as a patron, the rap rankings game, and for the final, uh, well, no, this isn't the final game. No, is it the final game? Yeah, no, no, no. This isn't the final game of the season. The final winner of the season will be announced at the top of next season. This is not the final game. This is just the Danny Brown winner. So yeah, the winner for the Danny Brown episode. Last week's episode, Triple X. That's right. Um, Maldo is our current champ. He is the Trap King. That's right. That is right. And uh, will he defend his title? I don't know. Okay. We're going to find out. Mm, I don't even know who played this week. I've been a little out of the loop. 
It's uh, it's the we're it's the matchup, the the new matchup that everyone loves. Okay, the 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 rivalry of the year, Jesse versus Maldo. Okay, got it. Okay, um, so I'm gonna bring in that winner music, and we're gonna announce who took home the Danny Brown, uh, the Danny Brown Trophy, the the who is the Bruiser Weight Champion, Bruiser, <laughs> that my crap. You know? Exactly. All right. Well, uh, folks, uh, let me let me let them know who did it. Uh, Play the gambler's music now. The gambler? Oh, yeah. yeah the degenerate gambler. Right. <sighs> and your winner of the rap rankings game for Danny Brown's XXX is thirty. Jesse Fairfax. And no. Rap Rankings Game Champion, the third member, Jesse from Old Harlem, Fairfax. Wow. What happened? I mean, Maldo, this is, this is the one he said he was waiting all season for. Uh, well, no, that was, uh, was that Christopher Lynch that was waiting all season for this? No, this is Maldo. Maldo he said he was most excited for Triple X. Maybe he got overexcited. Well, here's the thing, man. It was a it was a bloody affair. They were fighting and and bruising each other. Let me tell you. And, and, and last and week, you know, those scores on that young thug game were little concerning. You're saying this one, this was this was different. It was different. It was different. Okay, first place, obviously, Jesse, the third member, the Hotline King, at from Old Harlem. Okay. 42% correct, 16 out of 38. But in second okay. place was Maldo, the Trap King. 39% correct, 15 out of 38. Mm. He only lost by one point. Yeah. He fought hard, valiantly, as they say. But it wasn't meant to be. Okay? so well, Shout out to the third member. He's once again champ. I guess uh, all that's left is this last Clips and Re-Up Gang game. He better get that ballot in soon unless he wants to end up like the So Far Gone episode. You know, usually he plays the games for the episode that he's that he appears on. He just has to submit the ballot early so he doesn't get no ratings from us. But he forgot last time and he couldn't play, you know. But, uh, yeah, congratulations to him. He won. You did it, pal. <laughs> you became the winner again. <laughs> so, yeah. Um... There you go. <laughs> That's a fitting, you know, you know how Jesse is. It's like, even it Jesse would be like, all right, you won. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy your winnings. All right. And make sure to play next week. <laughs> okay. So you're a champ and see you at the top of uh, season 11. Okay. No, I'll see you in like a couple hours for this review. Well, no, I'm talking about just the game. I'll see him back in the arena, the big rab game arena, you know? Um, but yeah, we'll see him shortly in the very episode, but, uh, yeah, he won. So, uh, with that said, is it, uh, is it, is it, uh, is it, is it, is it time? Huh? Is it time? For what? The outline. Yeah, I would assume so. I mean, yeah. <laughs> unless yeah. something has changed. Well, I don't change. I do will tell new, him, though. Do we need huh? new phone beats as we move into season 11? I mean, wasn't Daniel supposed to be doing that anyway? 
Yeah, but I, you know, sometimes we know about Daniel. But Jazzy Wazzy's great. So I mean, I have no problem with Jazzy Wazzy. I'm just saying, do we begin a new cycle at some point? Right. You know. Um. Huh? Are you all right? No, I'm perpetually having a stroke. You know about me. I just, I just, I just hear like lung <laughs> reverb. I sound like a, I sound like Michael Jackson at the start of a, um, what's the song? Don't stop till you get it. You know, the, the force. It's, it's kind of a lot of power and it make you feel like <laughs> you know when he was talking all that shit. Yeah, no, no. We'll, uh, we'll keep Jazzy Wazzy for now, but uh, yeah, it's time for the Howling. Oh, I should tell him though. Yeah, uh-huh. of course, we'll announce the winner of the Quips and Re-Up Gang Rap Rankings Game winner at the top of Season 11. And uh, apparently the ballot for DMX, It's Dark and Hell is Hot, is out now, okay? That's how we kicking off that next season. Is that the announcement? That's the announcement. <laughs> I, t- I swear to God, my grandparents are like, this. this kid is fucking insane. We are housing a domestic terrorist. Like the noises that they hear from this room, like he's barking, he's screaming. There's like faint gunshots. Like there's something going on in here. Barbarian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was barbarian. Uh, but anyway, it's time for the hotline. Okay. So let me bring in the hotline music by the biggest bozo, Daniel Ochoa, the biggest representer, creator of Jazzy Oh, the biggest Wazzy. representer. No, now. no, no, sorry. Miss, miss, no, now I'm misrepresenting. I'm misrepresenting his title as the biggest misrepresenter. Uh, he was doing it again this morning, okay, what telling all kind of lies. He's talking about, oh, Mel, you don't know nothing about the Pittsburgh Steelers. You on the show talking about football. I've been, haven't I been saying all season that the father, Cam is like, has been teaching me about football. I never said I knew about football, Okay. He's running in the chat. That's oh, correct. Mel, That's about correct. You know about You've football. been saying the father has been coaching you in some ways. Yeah, but that's what he does. Okay. And and mm-hmm. I actually recall you saying you might not have the fortitude to be a Steelers fan. Well, that's not, I didn't say fortitude, but no, that's, that's, yeah, that's what Daniel would hurt. No, what I had said was, you know, because well, I'm maybe I'm the football. biggest misrepresenter. No, no, you're not. No, that you make honest mistakes. Okay. The biggest misrepresenter is a bad actor, okay? He lies on purpose. Uh, and and due to bozodom a lot of times, you know? Mm-hmm. But, no, I was saying last episode that, you know, I'm picking a team because I'm getting into this, this this sport seriously for the first time. And I'm like, I thought I was rolling with them. I like the colors. I like the logo. But they started losing. And I don't want to roll with no losers. I got enough loss in my life. I'm a Roll loser. with the winners. Come on, right. man. So I thought about that. I thought about going with Cam's Eagles. Okay. You know, I got to make my decision quick. The Philadelphia the, Eagles is a team with a lot of history. Well, I, I mean, hey, listen, I watched the Super Bowl in 2005. It's when I began to hate Tom. You want to become an enemy of the Giants by being an Eagles fan? Oh, oh they're enemies? Yeah. Oh, that's another track on that Ice Cube. Enemy coming up. Not good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be an enemy to, to nobody from New York, okay? I'm not the New right, York hater. Right, right. So maybe you don't want to be an Eagles fan. I'll make the announcement at the top of season 11, the team that I finally picked. Because my deadline was the middle of this season, the NFL mm-hmm. season. So I'll make my, my choice, who I'm, who I'm rolling with for life, at least for the rest of the season. But, you know uh, who I like? Who's that? I like the – listen, I got to be honest. I like the Buffalo Bills. I do. Uh, I do. I like the Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills. Okay. 
they're from Buffalo, New York. You know, I'm not really one for that kind of lifestyle. I'm from New York, the real New York. But, you know, the thing about Buffalo Bills, I see the fans, like, jumping through tables a lot and stuff like that. They seem unhinged. I like their fan base. They seem unhinged. I enjoy the Buffalo Bills. I guess I like the uh, tailgate culture of the Buffalo Bills, but I'm not supporting them. I'm announcing right now, here today, I support the Tennessee Titans. Oh, the Titans? Okay. Yep. All right. What what sparked that? What's that about? It's just, it's been that way from the jump. I don't know what it is about this team, but these guys, they're Titans of their industry. Okay. (laughs) And I've always loved the look, you know, of the jersey, the T, you know. And it's about, really, it's about, you know, looking good. And not wearing a shirt that says podcast on it, you know? <laughs> I feel like a lot of these jerseys might as well say podcast on them. Listen, when you become mayor of my hometown, Peoria, you got to launch a football team called the Peoria Podcasters. It needs to be a part of your mind, <laughs> uh, your mandate. <laughs> yeah. Peoria, but like, it's just, it's a head. It's like that emoji, like that talking emoji head. It'd be great, bro. You know? It'd be oh great. Instead of like commentators, it's just in the booth. It's like a live recording of the. I mean, well, that's commentary. <laughs> but I don't know. We release it to the feed, like as episodes. Like I don't know. That's a football team, and you know what? When when you play hockey, you push that puck, which starts with P, across the ice. So I want a new hockey team, the Peoria P Pushers. Puck. <laughs> We got the Peoria Podcasters and the P-Pushers. Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay. And maybe we have a bodybuilding team, the Peoria Pumpers, pumping iron. There you you go. Oh, man, this new Peoria. We're going to turn this bitch around. I can't wait. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad you didn't say the Peoria Puckers because I thought that's where you were going. (laughs) But. Yeah, um, and you well, know that's, we're that's our, that's our national that, kissing team. Yeah, all, all the people that don't vote for me, right? Oh, the, what, 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 what about them? The Peoria pussies. Oh man! And you don't want to be a Peoria pussy, okay? So vote for Wolves for mayor of Peoria. As soon as Rep Ali is finished destroying whatever's left of Peoria, I'm going to help it rise from the ashes. <sighs> Rita Ali is doing as fine as any politician, I'm sure. You and know, that's a is... terrible thing. We don't want that. We <laughs> Doing is fine. That's not going to cut it anymore, okay? It's just simply not, okay? So it's time for Rita to go do something else. And it's time for Mules and Mel and, you know, the whole coalition to take over, fix Peoria, and show America that there's still we still have a fighting chance. You know, there's all this talk. You know, a good friend of mine, DJ Quick, mentioned that America is entered, entering its doomer age. And oh, yeah, I he did tweet that. Listen, he said optimism is a risky proposition as America enters its doomer age. And yeah. it's a good it's a good and, and really observant statement. But I think we can turn things around. I truly do. And I'm going to use Peoria as the you know, kind of a test subject for this, because what do we know about Peoria? It used to be 
the place, yeah. you know? Will it play in Peoria? It represented was, like everyday America. Yeah, like, it was it where they did Peoria? all the test audience stuff and, you know, you know, where they wanted to try to get, you know, this idea of uh, this mainstream America really cracking. And then, of course, it somehow dissented into what is now known as one of the top five, top ten worst places in America for black people. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. And don't get me started on the potholes. I know I've brought it up before, but driving through this city (laughs) is basically like driving through a war zone. Tell me about it. There was an unidentified, like, metal object in the street. An IED. An an IUD was in in the street. Okay, that'd be a UMO. A UMO. A UMO was a UMO was in the fucking street the other day. And before we know it, there's going to be a UFO in the street if we don't get these idiots out of (laughs) out of office and get real human beings as politicians addressing the matters that matter to the community and no longer (laughs) servicing the top one percent and all of these chamber of commerce corrupt bureaucratic bullshit nonsense we're gonna kick them all out we're gonna start anew and we're not doing any politics i refuse democrat republican it's about it's about getting shit back in on track and then showing the rest of america hey look what we did follow what we did and you can turn your shit around too Sorry, can we just rewind for a second? Are you implying that like poorly ran cities are more susceptible to UFOs? Yes. <laughs> We're just like, if you, you know, get it together. It's going to be UFOs. <laughs> yeah, that's the next step. You start seeing UFOs. I don't and know UFOs if that's how aliens and- work. It's like that city's a shithole. <laughs> well, I, actually, no, if they're good, they would. We would be more susceptible. We're easier to dominate, right? Yes, exactly. You oh, know? Yeah. And okay. I see, and you start seeing U, UTIs, UBCs, NBCs, UPNs in the street, Urinary and before you know infections it, in the street. <laughs> you know, we're seeing aliens popping up, vaporizing dinner roll as he's just trying oh. to get a dang sodi. Okay, <laughs> and we can't let that happen. I'm not not sure? on my watch. I'm not on my watch. Okay, I'm just thinking of all a right. Guy not on my UTI, watch. Like a bum in the street pissing blood. Like, oh, this city went to shit. <laughs> But <laughs> Rep Ali, what are you doing to stop the aliens? Let me ask you this. Oh my god. Alright, listen. It's time for the hotline segment. Okay. I'm gonna play the hotline theme song by Daniel Who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> Run of the mill status quo politician. Okay? Politician. We know about you. And a politician who ele- who does electrician work? We Same know time. about them. Okay, they're in league with the Alios. Oh my god. Where's that? <laughs> Where's that? Hold on. I gotta find a damn drop because Wolves is tripping. <laughs> Alright, uh we need Sugar Free to be like somebody at like the you know, the 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 like what do they call like the town hall meeting. You know, you make all these promises, Sugar Free stands up and says now, how the hell is you gonna keep aliens out of the <laughs> Look, I first of all, I would I would just wonder what the fuck Sugar Free was doing in Peoria. Oh man. Once we got past that, I would introduce my coalition, which are highly skilled scientists, um some retired marines. Oh my um, 
yeah, you know, we've been okay. talking a little bit about, you know, containment in Peoria and, you know, just trying to make sure that if there is an alien threat that comes before I arrive, that, you know, we do have a decent squad of guys, not only who can bring the, uh, you know, the military knowledge, but also the scientific knowledge, um, an integrated group of uh, just very specialized individuals, I would say. Uh, if you say so, man. All right. <laughs> oh, we're starting the hotline. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the Rap Rankings Hotline. 718-635-0743. You call or text that number and we will play or read your message on the show unless you don't want us to. That's always an option. Just want to keep it private between, you know, Wolves and I, you can do that. Uh, but yeah, you can call or text about anything, anything at all. Uh, hold on a second. Here's the drop, and there's the drop. Uh, shout out to Daniel, 88. You know, we call him a lot of Bozo, Daniel, Cho, his government name, but never 88, his producer name. Shout out to, shout out to 88, making his beat. <laughs> shout out to that drum roll. The best, one of the best little breaks in, in hip hop, okay? In podcast. You're not hearing drum rolls like that in Rita Ali's Peoria. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Listen. You can you can talk about rap rankings in the hotline. Talk about your life. Talk about things going on in the world. Whatever you want to do. Okay. It's the hotline. You you know what to do. One you know this beat just Pritzker. just reminded me. Um. Th- just the sound of that beat. I know where I got that weird voice I was doing earlier when I was announcing the. The Halloween specs. I was like the fourth annual Halloween. <laughs> I know what I was referencing now. Um, <laughs> I think I was doing Lionel Richie by way of Charles Hamilton because he has some video on YouTube. You know when he was on Republic and he was like Lionel Richie came in the studio when he was on Interscope because he like heard about him and like Charles played him some beats where he like flipped Lionel Richie songs and apparently Lionel Richie said, "Oh man, that's swagger. That's swagger." <laughs> so yeah <laughs> i think i was oh man that's swagger that's swagger fourth table <laughs> yeah anyway uh yeah right, beat so we're in the hotline that, segment so. you got messages we are, for me oh for sure you know i got i got we are we, we ready to go um yeah so start with the text messages here we got two from jesse two text messages from jesse two text messages from jesus christ man i mean is Listen, nine minutes of calls a day king, enough? Yeah, I, as the hotline king, he's expanding from just the calls into texts, I guess. You know? Wow. So, well, a true hotline king wouldn't just utilize one. Right. He would utilize all features of the hotline. You know, he might email a message soon, like we like we uh, suggested our international callers do to avoid those charges. But, uh, yeah, he texted us on Thursday, 8.14 a.m., um, says Jesse, the food man checking in, uh, this wasn't good enough for a call, but I must say you guys were correct about that. McDonald's packaging for food, man, <laughs> uh, the Billy boards and hove appearance on the ASAP Rocky episode was great. No, it wasn't. Fuck those guys. What appeared, so, which, what was the appearance? I mean, they were talking some shit. Was it about rice were. or something? How great they were could probably it trying been? to sell us on this stupid. I can't believe we, It's really me, because I was the only—I was the straight man. I didn't want to get roped into this, and somehow I ended up roped into this again. 
Okay. And then we got a whole freaking mixtape manufacturing plant just to press up Jesse's mixtape. It's ridiculous. I knew better. You know what? I'm a, I'm a premiere. I'm a premiere drop. Here we go. I'm a smart nigga that do dumb shit. <laughs> okay. That's all. That's my only explanation. I knew better, but uh, yeah, apparently he thought that was great. So yeah, whatever, Jesse. We know you hate us just like Billy Boards and Jay do. Um, there's still no refund from that sex worker. <laughs> he says two calls left about that. If you haven't heard them, I'm sure we've heard them. <laughs> uh, here's the second text message. Uh, Thursday, six thirty-eight p.m. Uh, Mules may be the second blackest member of us three. Uh, but he still can't say the redacted word, even if Mrs. Bishop said it was okay. And you ain't black. I'll hit the drop for him. Uh, and you ain't black. When did I, I say never, the redacted word? No, you didn't. I think he's just saying you still can't. You know, even though you may be the second blackest member of the show, somehow. Um, I, I think I'll, this. Uh, listen, I, I'll say uh, I I decline. <laughs> you I decline. decline. That's a smart. I decline. Move. Smart I movie. decline. I'm I'm not more black than Mel. Okay. I do decline. That's the I do declare. Uh, I won't. I won't stand for that. Okay. I'm well, proud I of who I am. Oh, uh, you should be. You should be. Huh, should I play your drop? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. This <laughs> is from another man. In these well, times, absolutely. There we go. We're playing it loud. A full volume. Well, I always play a full volume. But here you go. By the way, I'm Jewish. Okay. For you fucks out there. All right. Say it loud. Mules is Jewish and he's proud. Okay, I, I'll flip that and make a remix for you if you want. Well, I would prefer not to have that, but uh, <laughs> okay. do what you want to do. Whatever art is an expression of self. Uh, hop on that remix with Kosher Deals. <laughs> he was dissing Kanye. <laughs> I don't stand by every word of his freestyle, but I enjoyed it and I uh, appreciate the energy. And as always. You ain't hip hop if you ain't had to run in with Kosher Dills. You know. All right. Go back to uh, the Homeboy Sandman episode last season. I understand that. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, he said uh, the rest of the message I have never worn a pair of Jordos. Loved him as a player. I was definitely, we don't care when it came to them sneakos. Me too. I Well, yeah. I think this is in reference to yeah, something reference we already to talked about. That. Yeah. I don't like how they felt on my feet when I was a kid. So I never wore them as an adult. I had a pair. Must have been like ninety seven, maybe ninety eight. That like, I mean, I like Jordans, but they were just like so tight. I think like my feet were still growing. Tight, I was yeah, like yeah, tight, too tight. Four or five, yeah. But it was like who they makes were painful? Jordan? Who makes painful? That? Who makes Jordan Nike? Nike. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I hate that I didn't see that coming. Okay, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, I once I got older and my feet stopped growing pretty much, you know, Jordans became I only had one pair that was tight. It was only one pair that was like too tight. I think it was the one with like the it had like a little orb on the side with like a whatever that effect that is where you like yeah, you pass hologram. by it and yeah, like forgot what that's called, but anyway, yeah. So those are his two text messages. Mules and Jesse connect about not liking Jordans. Um but yeah, we got actual voicemails though, and uh, it's the hotline sandwich with an extra Jesse call this this mm. week. So it's like it's the Big Mac, it's the Big Mac, um, it's the Big Mac, the bread, the piece of bread in between. 
So uh, let's start with this one um, up top, the Hotline Sandwich. Starts with Jesse. It has a, it features uh, many other beloved members in the middle, and it ends with Jesse. The Hotline King Sandwich, available now at Rab Donos. But uh, here's the first message. All right, let me start by saying when I call up to talk about how it's a bleak life, it's not uh, therapy style. It's just life of Jesse style. It's compelling style, hopefully. Anyway, before I get to that, I want to say that Salt Peanuts is the wacky male classic that I knew about that I just forgot to bring up. That is a 100% certified wacky male classic. Like, before, I mean, I probably knew of Mel. But, like, before I became a part of the show, like, that was just always in my mind of, like, a wacky person will love this shit. Okay. It's a fucking wacky mouth hen, okay? Anyway, it's a bleak fucking life, okay? So. <laughs> it's a transition uh, from that to this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is why this fucking Kanye runaway. That shit has become a 10, okay? You've been putting up with my shit for way too long. Oh, and man. let's have a toast to the jerk-offs, okay? We, we know about Jesse with them cam girls. The cam girls are not why the relationship is in trouble. I'm not going to talk about why the relationship is in trouble right now. But, um, yeah, Kanye ran away as a 10. Or at least like a 9 plus if the Pusha T verse doesn't bring it down from a 10. Uh, relationship is in trouble. I've been on medication for, uh, the anxiety and then the stomach issues. I was on antibiotics. Uh, one or both of those medications have messed up my vision. Uh, and made me very nauseous style. Yesterday I threw up. Uh, today, um, at Costco, you know, trying to go get gas. And it's either a combination of just gas, maybe just driving, excuse me, the combination of the medication and driving. I feel like, okay, I immediately have to get to a toilet stop, so I park in the handicapped spot. And, you know, fucking Karen, this shit is a white lady telling, just telling black people they're doing something wrong. This lady is like, you know, telling me that I'm parked in the handicapped spot and I shouldn't be. And I'm just like, in the words of the great DMX, mind your fucking business, lady. Okay, nosy people get it, too. So I get to the bathroom. I feel, you know when you can, like, feel the spit in your mouth like you're about to oh. puke? But that doesn't happen. Um, yeah, that was me right before I puked. Uh, I guess nothing comes up. On the you way know, to that haunted house ring. Bring it down the throat gimmick. Uh, Mel, well, you, know, you know that, like, them ghetto gaggos trying to make myself throw up, but Mel don't watch that. <laughs> I you do. Know, I'm a... <laughs> anyway, I'm running, out of, I'm running out of time. There may be a part two to this message. But, yeah, it's, it's a bleak fucking life of okay, right now and music about it often is very fucking bleak there is a part two that we will hear at the end of the hotline Damn. which I'm telling you I have screened maybe his most hilarious message since the sex worker who was playing who was dancing to rapper's delight <laughs> and he called us about this is this is easily one this beat. is crazy this season was supposed to be the redemption of Jesse it started that way now he's it talking about that way. relationship in peril style, going blind style, <laughs> nauseous style. <sighs> Listen, I believe in Jesse. He'll bounce back. Okay, he will bounce back. But you know what's a, what's the story of redemption without a little struggle? You know, that's true. You you, it's always darkest before the dawn. Okay, 
That's right. Isn't that the what was that subtitle Pusha T was like King Oh yeah Push King darkest. Push Darkest Before Dawn. Because there was yeah. still supposed to be a King Push album. Yeah. So they had to subtitle this one as kind of the precursor to King Push, but King Push got basically scrapped and turned into Daytona. Available now. Uh, no, actually, but available soon, I believe. Yeah, yeah. On Rab uh, Replay. Oh, yeah, 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 Daytona. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, uh, so with that first Jesse message out of the way, uh, speaking of part twos, I promised y'all this last week, here's the explosive investigative report, I believe I called it, from Maldo. Um, wow. Yeah. So uh, we gotta we gotta hear this thing. Here we go. Apparently, sure. Firstly, I got a problem with uh, getting my message cut because y'all only accept three minutes when y'all got eight hours of content. <laughs> no problem for me, but maybe other problem for other people. Hey guys, it's Maldo. Uh, so first off, I remember you guys were kept talking about how, or not really talking about, but how, you know, the whole Kanye or graduation versus Curtis debate and you guys were saying, oh, Kanye has more sales in, or no, Kanye, Curtis has more sales worldwide in 2017 and therefore beat it thing or beat it contest between graduation. So, you know, I did some numbers for that. You know, crunching the numbers and I figured <laughs> out. Uh, so it looks like he did get more global sales in 2008. Uh, but I would say because of the current events happening right now, I think it is better to say that Kanye West did, in fact, lose the he did. overall sales margin to Curtis back in 2007, September 11th. That's mm. what I've been saying for years. And let's say that this was a good day for the G-Unit soldiers. Yes, it was. I, I, I think. We love Curtis. As a former Kanye stan, I can't defend this man, even for the smallest things. Like, I saw this TikTok about how somebody said, like, oh, Kanye has no good albums. Now, I would say, like, oh, but Kanye's got at least, at least five <clears throat> good albums. You know, that being, you know, Jesus, uh... College Dropout, Late Registration, My Dark Tips Pansy, and maybe, just maybe, Graduation and Life of Pablo. But that's, but that's, 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 my opinion, right? <laughs> but, I can't say that, like, so, so if you're, you know, fucking, uh, a Hail Hitler guy, type of guy, you know, I can't, I can't say that, because, you know, all the stuff that's going on, so, as far as I know, Curtis, Beated graduation in 2007. Yeah. Season one, episode yeah. two. I break it, it all down. From a former Kanye stan who used to look up to Kanye, and well, I'll be honest, I'm not going to defend this man, but hey, I'm still going to listen to his music. Oh, is that it? Is that it? Because <laughs> that that ended. Well, we're well, I, think this is I... A, I think this is a good time to address the elephant in the room briefly. Um, Kanye. I, I was. Yeah. I have no intentions um, of stopping our mission statement of the show, which is to review every hip hop album in history. 
Uh-huh. I do consider the album Yay to be his final uh, secular album, however. Uh-huh. Um, so he went into gospel, devotional, sacred uh, music after that, even with something like Donda, which is heavy on the Christian rap. It's censored, etc. Um, I really think the move going forward is to at least cover everything up until yay. And yay will be the next thing we cover where I will let all of my feelings about this man be known in totality. Mm. So until that day comes, uh, just look forward to uh, me saying nothing until uh, it's time for every conservative pundit's favorite new rapper, Yee. (laughs) And when Yee comes... It's time. Well, I'm hitting the obligatory drop. Oh, fuck. Fuck this motherfucker. Oh, that's Kanye West. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Never, I've never felt that drop more than these days, you know? We will continue to fulfill our mission statement and cover all of his secular albums. So, right. college dropout to Ye or Ye. Yeah. And I will say that message from Aldo is from like maybe a couple weeks ago. So, that was before he it's only got worse. Yeah. You know, so maybe Maldo's stance has changed since then, you know, because the boy's wilding. All right. But fuck him. Enough so, about him for now. Oh, absolutely. Enough about him. Uh, but yeah, more messages. Okay. 51. And it's been decided. Okay. Uh, he's Season like the, one episode two, Curtis. Mool's like, you, you know, the you, you did the, Maldo was like the guy who I guess certifies the vote, you know? Yeah, he certified the vote. And yeah. to be honest with all this shit that's been going on, I've been feeling like Bobby the Brain Heenan when Hulk Hogan turned heel and went in the NWO. And for years he had been talking down to Hogan when he was this hero to everyone and he never switched his tune, right. you know? So when... Hogan turn. He's like, I told you so. I told you he was no good. And look, I've been telling you guys, go back to the first season. Listen to the first two episodes. Graduation and Curtis. I laid it all out. He did. And I'm not, you know, incapable of, at least in my mind, being fair to his music. I gave Jesus a 9 out of 10. It's in our top 10. (sighs) He's a fucker. We'll talk about it when we when we do his 2017 fucking disaster piece. 18, but yes. It was 18? Yeah, 2018 disaster piece. E. Okay. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh, we have another message before the middle piece of bread from Jesse. Uh, it's from The Surrealist. Um, and having screened it, I mean, it's too late now, but he sent it like, I think, you know, right before it dropped or maybe the week it was getting okay. ready to drop. But uh, here's the message. Listen, the Surrealist, a.k.a. the biggest recommender, because I love that Barbaria. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the re- more recommendations from uh, from the Surrealist. That would be great. But uh, oh, hey, we'll, we'll transfer this recommendation to the thankful Jesus, who was asking you, Mules, for recommendations. It's on, on HBO, HBO Max. Max. So. It yeah. is. That's how I watched it. So right. uh, please, thankful Jesus, if you're listening to this, check out Barbarian. Don't read anything about it. Don't watch any trailers. Follow the advice of one Christopher Lynch and just go in blind if you can. Don't read. Don't don't read. Even even if you run the risk 
of people looking at you and saying, wow, this nigger tricked me. He can't read it all. It's worth it to preserve the experience of the film. It's okay. a drop now, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it is a drop. Okay, look, call me if you get lost first listen out now. That's all I'll say. Uh, but here's the Surrealist. What's up, y'all? This is Surrealist. Uh, just checking in, man. I'm at this final boss on this Elden Ring. Holy you shit. Know, wish me luck, man. Wish wish me luck. We're going to go in there and beat his ass. But uh, the reason I'm calling is, and I know it's too late because this will, you guys will get through this already finished with the episode. Danny Brown episode drops tonight. And I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. This is a tape that I hold real close to my heart. And, uh, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to leave here feeling like, feeling like Jesse after the blue and exile. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there's a lot of jokes in recent episodes telling Mel, hey, Mel, save that, save that shit for the Danny Brown review, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what are you guys insinuating? What's going to happen to Danny? So I guess I'm saying is everything that's done is already said and done, but I guess I'm saying this just Man, I hope y'all is nice to Danny, bro. Like, please, please be nice to Danny. All right, y'all. Take care. All right. Well, hey, look, best of love. We were nice to Blue in Exile, okay? They got a <laughs> decent review. <laughs> the way the way, uh, the way, way he said, like, what are y'all? It was very Chappelle. What are y'all insinuating? <laughs> very Chappelle-like. But, uh, yeah, we were nice to Danny, okay? I saw I saw you talking to Cam, and probably he thought we were nice, you know? We didn't beat up on him too much. We didn't really beat up. It wasn't the plan. To be, it was never a plan, you know? Like, if anyone got beat up except in for the Danny <laughs> review, it was some of the producers. <laughs> yeah, it, well, we, th- those are the most assaulted people on our program, producers, okay? They hey, make they, the beats. They, right. They make their beat makers. So we beat them up. You know, they, they take the brunt of this. But uh, I think we were nice to him. We were nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, best of love and luck to you with the Elden Ring boss. I hope you've defeated it by now. Um, the Surrealist had reached out to me privately to ask me if I'm still fucking with that Elden Ring. I am because I don't have fucking time to play it. So. I maybe get like 40 minutes in a week. Oh, wow. Oh, man. That's that That's that adult gaming time, you know? I've got, <laughs> listen, it's like play Elden Ring or watch a movie. I'm going it, with the movie. It, because at least you know when the movie's over, it's over. With well, games, you know, not, you got not only after that, the end game. The movie, it's like... There's two separate situations. The movie... Is is watched. Mm-hmm. The game is me doing something still. So I look at movie as relaxation. I don't look at game as relaxation. It's especially when it's one of those games where you're going to run into the to the you know the sweats the sweaties. You yeah, know, the, this. I mean, you run into the the big sweaties in this game. You know, you can get stuck in one area for. 10 hours. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't want to return to games unless I know I can play them like I did in my youth, which is for an insane amount of hours at a time. Never coming and, back, bro. And right. It's never coming. Cause I don't, f- I feel guilt when I do that 
it's not you only know. it's not only that you're someone who works a job and you produce a extreme long form podcast. So yeah. You know, it's where where do you find such time? And often when I find the time, I'd be more uh relaxed just sitting back and being entertained. Yeah. Just, I was just I, I was just thinking about games, you know, earlier. It's just like they they just I'm I guess I'm just older. I mean, there's no way around it. You know, like I I can't do what I once did. I can't sit in front of a script from like 9 p.m. to like 4 a.m. anymore. You know, like I miss those days. You know, it was it was more innocence there. But what are you going to do? You're going to fucking do. Okay. Anyway, uh, I have something for the surrealist, though. Uh, He'll appreciate this. (laughs) Um. You gonna fart into the mic or something? No, no. This this is uh this is not farting into the mic style. Um, this is something else. Uh, so I mean, we've already discussed it. Uh, he's the one who recommended we watch that barbarian. Um, this is uh one of Mel's elaborate jokes. Uh, what did, what did uh, how would I frame this? Um, I'm trying to figure out how to. <laughs> What, what, uh, what was said after, um, I should have thought about this. Okay. No, here we go. What was said, uh, by Mules and Mel? Um, no, what was said to Mules and Mel after they survived the Bahamadia Rab Express review? What's that? That's a major spoiler. Oh my god. No, that's that's a spoiler? Yeah. No, no, that can't be a spoiler. Is that a spoiler? That's a spoiler. Oh man, I gotta remove it. Okay, I'll I'll send it to the surrealists in private. That was spoiler style, folks. Alright, alright. I almost spoiled Barbario for people. It's too new to spoil. Okay, alright. I'm I'm gonna recycle the joke in like two years when it doesn't matter. Um, okay. Barbarian spoiler removal in hotline. Okay. There you go. But, uh, without, without, okay. So it's been removed, but just folks, it has something to do with Bahamadia. Okay. Who is not the worst thing that we reviewed on Rab Express. I don't think that's a spoiler. That's not a spoiler at all. Um, they can see the board. Okay. Like, Collectively, yeah, it was Sage of Gemini so far, I think, is the lowest rated of the season, right? That was some dog shit. Okay. That was, that's, I don't know if it's going to be the worst one ever, but so far, okay. With that, uh, actually, no, Rod Wave. Uh, 32%. We forget, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the worst. Oh, fuck that guy. That's Rod Wave. Fuck that motherfucker. Okay. Anyway, uh, Besides the surrealist. All right, the, the middle piece of bread. Here we go. Jesse, um, with the message. This, this is a newer message. Uh, and I'm playing it because, like I always say, I don't I don't run from criticism. I don't hide. Here we go. All right, Mel. I have been trying to not address this. So I was going to wait uh, until a future season or a future appearance to maybe address this. But... 
taking shots at Harlem legends. Uh, ASAP Rocco for ignorance is still a bliss. He said, oh, I got to step in his AP English mail. Oh, brother, we know about Muffets. We know about Jaguar, right? <laughs> we know about Ether Roll. I don't know if Ether Roll was moved. No, that was me. about Ether Roll. The latest and possibly the greatest. I had to look it up just to make sure I wasn't fucking tripping. 5105 Sherido Road, I believe. Let me look it up again. <laughs> 5105 North Sherido Road, Pierreo, Illinois. Mel, there's only one R in Peoria, Notre Dame. You say Peoria, Notre Dame a lot. It's glaring, and I never call it out because I'm just like, hey, you know. But, you know, leave ASAP Rocco alone if you can't pronounce the name of the yo-yo-yo school. Peoria, Notre Dame. You say Peoria, Notre Dame a lot. And yeah, I'm not much of a Rocky fan, but that gives some things is like a <laughs> nine, nine minus to me. Okay. Okay, so obligatory. But here's the thing, Jesse. Okay, first of all, great singing. That was pretty good, Jesse singing. Okay, I don't know. I don't. I feel like he hasn't sang that much. That I feel like it's the first I've heard him like sing. Good, Jesse singing there. Um. Okay, the whole Noter Norder thing. Okay, listen. This this is I'm traumatized. I'm triggered. I will admit this is like speech class at. Notre Dame when I said Arab and the teacher gently was like it's Arab or, no it wasn't the teacher gently it was one of those fuck ass students like in the front row okay here's the thing it's simple as this Jesse first of all I fuck this school I don't respect them number one number two this is black shit okay you black you know I ain't saying Notre Dame is Norder like if you were in Notre Dame fuck that shit okay I don't first of all if I if I respected the school I would pronounce it correctly I don't respect it I don't, I don't respect what they was doing. I don't respect the program. The fucking yo-yo-yos, racially insensitive fucks, okay? I, I was I was, I was, was bullied, okay? I was bullied at that school, okay? They, 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 they would call me nigga, okay? They would, they would run up on me in the bathroom, a little short-ass shine, run up on me in the bathroom and say all kind of things to, 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 to get a rise out of me. But I'm a pacifist, except for that time I put his ass in a headlock before winter break because he had it fucking coming. Okay, they would trap me in the locker room and they would make fun of me for liking this girl that had a unibrow. Okay, fuck them, fuck them. They're Norder until the end of time because they haven't earned a name, Jesse. What about the Hunchback? No, he's 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 Norder, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. He, yeah, we we we, we, we yeah, no, I, I say but that. They're Norder. Yeah, no, they're Norder. They're always be Norder. We're gonna stay with North North North. Okay, <laughs> they're Norder. Fuck them. Okay. Um, but I respect being called out. 
You know, I respect being called out, but no, that that we, is we don't run from it. It's just that Mel gets called out so disproportionately to moles. <laughs> that white privilege <laughs> it is what it is. I, I deal with it. You know, it's fine. It's whatever. But uh, there, there it is, Jesse. You, <laughs> this man put the address of the school out there. <laughs> Why I don't know, but yeah. Uh, are we gonna? I just realized in the future we might have people like sending letters to to my old school. Like, we didn't instruct know. them to do that. We didn't, and I don't instruct them now. Don't please don't dox my old high school. Okay, none of those kids go there anymore. <laughs> like, no, it's their like kids. A, their kids do. Their well, let me think. Say they had a kid in high school when I was going there at seventeen. They would be like. Their kid would be like two years away from going there. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Anyone right on, who had a kid right on time school. for the show to take off and right, yeah. the doxing to begin. Don't do it. This oh. is Mills and Mel telling you uh, right now. Don't do it. There were good people at that school too. Okay, my my uh, guidance counselor. Okay, um, shout out to Mister Smith, Old Testament, New Testament teacher. He was cool. Mrs. Winkler, Molly Winkler, she was great. He said, why you put her government name out there? I don't know. I'll be forgetting I'm on a program sometimes. <laughs> okay, Mrs. Hurdle. She was cool. Okay. The the white the white nigga, the gym teacher who found me when I broke my shoulder and was screaming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was great. Like he walked up to me, he was like, oh shit. <laughs> like because he knew what it was gonna look like. Okay, the black kid, he's on the ground, crumpled, his shoulders broken. This is gonna be a hate crime. Luckily, I did it to myself. So it wasn't a hate crime. But uh, yeah, okay. If you didn't like the teacher, you could have been like, "He he shoved me," <laughs> right? You know, I could have, I could have, but no, he was, he was cool. He was cool. Shout out to all the cool people. Anyway, uh, yeah. So there you go, Jesse, Notre Dame. Okay, all right. Uh, let's move on here. We got a call from Stilo Vino Pellegrino, um, uh, <laughs> who has earned himself a new nickname by way of Google uh, transcription this services. Is, this is too good. Yeah, so I'll play the message first, and I'll tell y'all what Google thought his name was. Okay, here we go. Three days, Stilo Vino here, back in the place with these Mister Algorithm. You don't know fuck it is. You don't know fuck going on. Three things. First of all. Jesse shot perfect before. <laughs> hey, this week on the hotline, he went perfect. Oh, no, that boy did a heat check. Oh, no, she, she kind of get crazy. I don't know what's going on in the household over there, but she, she getting wild. <laughs> Two, I, I might do this often. I'm just going to highlight moves, 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 punches. When I, when I be on my commute and I pop for certain things, one on the G-Unit review. When he told Mel, Hey, get that loser ass shit off the G unit review. Two fifty review. Two. The king ain't coming. Alright? The king is not coming. Three. Hey. For my basketball fans, you know the nicknames, the third nicknames, third third quarter clay, so on and so forth. We have the black mamba. There's certain monikers, right, that people are known for, right? Splash brothers, all type of shit, right? You know. Knock out Draymond Green, and the list goes on, right? You know what I mean? Oh, brother. Hey. Soundbite mail. I don't okay. know. Out, drop mail. We need, we need to find something as a community because 
whenever Moon played a, I mean, whenever whenever Mel played a drop, and his energy coming out the drop, <laughs> always a highlight reel. You feel me? Always a highlight reel. You feel me? I was getting weak at at the third drop, and and the drop right before the king ain't coming. I just had to let that be known. All right, fellas, I'm gonna try to get home in one piece, and I'm not trying to fall asleep with the wheels like Kanye because <laughs> I didn't let these niggas know I need my money. I can't yeah. leave yet because I need my money. I feel you. I'm going to have some flowing if she don't have me money. <laughs> okay, that was uh, Styles. I'm trying to remember what he's talking about. The king ain't coming. I vaguely remember something being said. Uh, that must have been the slime season episode that he's talking about because that's when that message was sent. Jesse, I guess, shot perfect from the floor on the high line for Styles. Um, you told me, yeah, what did I play on the 50 cent review was something I was, I, it was like some song I played in this weekend, Mules and Mail. And you told me to get that weak shit off that. <laughs> yeah. You, you were bringing like the that. wrong energy to that review. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what I was talking about. Well, yeah, I'll be, you know, it's lots of sound bites. There's lots of drops. Okay. Who knows what thug drop I hit, you know, at the time, but in the soundboard, what we tell me do a check. What's the properties looking like now? Um, it's populating 1,035 files. So we finally cracked 1K drops. Yeah, no, it's it's out of control. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, I, I sound bite mail. I'll take it. I, I'll take it. That's cool. It's cool with me. Yo, Rode, oh. send this guy one of these Rodecaster Pro twos. These new Rodecaster Pros. That's what's needed. Oh, yeah, so I could just have it physically on hand. That yeah, way. with more ability to trigger and store more than you can right now. Yeah. Zencaster, you know, it's pretty. And send me one of the roads and send, send fucking Jesse yeah, one Yeah, he can be sound by mules, you know. You can finally get access to the power that I feel underneath my fingertips with all these, like, disembodied <laughs> phrases. Okay? Right, if I could start triggering drops, things might get dangerous. Oh, man, listen, that, that's, that, that'd, be, that'd be something. You know, <laughs> I give one of my patented, uh, you know, ratings that are uh, antithetical to hip hop and Mules hits me with that. I used to respect you. I thought I think you're a jabroni. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a lot of moments where I feel like I've earned respect and then I like say some classic song and then I'm just a jabroni again. It, it happens. Okay. I'm just here to tell my truth. And then, you know, that's all. But. Shout out to Steve for listening to us on his commute. He he tweeted at us this week. He said like we're his comfort pod, you know? I, I love, love that. that. Yeah. I love it that. It means a lot to me to hear that. It, it really does. Cause like that is what I would hope to be for people. You know? We're just that constant, consistent source of comfort. You know? So Yeah, shout out to Steve. Uh oh, right. And so right, you heard him up translate. top. His uh yeah. <laughs> so he was like, it's Steve Vino and all that stuff. They thought this nigga said uh, three days Steve O'Donnell, <laughs> which I was telling Mules on the phone. It sounds like some sort of what I say, like like Irish or like Scottish Stone Cold knockoff. You know, it's three days Steve O'Donnell. <laughs> okay, like three days. Like <laughs> and like, what's his gimmick? Like, I don't know. Like, what do you have? Like three days to to do right by him or he'll beat you up. It's like, what, like three days, Steve O'Donnell. Why would Google think that was said? 
That's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. That might be the best Google yeah. miss like mistranslating of all time. <laughs> cause it cause like it's real it's literally rooted in like nothing. So like Styles, your new name's Steve O'Donnell. Full name no, three days Steve. Three days O'Donnell. Steve O'Donnell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, what do you want? You want that or your middle name Joel? You gotta make a decision, okay? You either gonna have me calling you Joel on the program when you make me mad, or or, or three days Steve O'Donnell. Okay, that's your choice there. But uh, yeah, shout out to him, and uh, we got him. We got a message from the sponsor before oh, we uh, before we end this sandwich. Um, I was saving this. Okay. Oh, I know this. I know this message. I have to um, respond to it actually. So I'm glad you brought this one in. All right. Well, here's the sponsor. I think I was referring to this one earlier. Yeah. Uh, we said we talk about it in the hotline. And we're yes, here. Yes. So, uh, check it out. Yo, it's a sponsor again. So I had to call again because I just finished the the, the Dirty Money Rab Express. Um, and uh, when I heard it, y'all, when I heard it, I was doing Dirty Money by UGK for Rab Express. I'm like, you... Moves I get it. Dirty Money is their is their probably least my least favorite album from them. But no album from UGK deserves to be uh, a Rav Express exclusive. Nah, man. And Mel proved the point. He loves it. And I it's do. In a, it's in the record club. I don't. Good. He's in a uh, he's in the record club. So. Yeah. So, with that said, Rap Express, um, most Southern albums, most Southern gems on the Rap Express Highline. I like it. You know, I got a couple. Kamikaze, uh, Crooked Letters, uh, Lil Boozy and Webby, uh, classics. Let's get some of those on the Rap Express. How can I, how can I submit? How can I submit my, uh, I want to be able to submit. Can we make that a Patreon tier or something? I get to submit the joints for Rav Express. Because, uh, I pay for that, man. I want to hear more sudden, more sudden gems on the Rav Express hotline, especially if I know Mel is probably going to like it. <laughs> Who's you too? But, yeah, that's what I want to hear. That's what I want to see, guys. I'm loving it. I'm so, I'm so happy that UGK guy. Got got in a record club, all the Rap Express when it should have been in the first place, but that's okay. If this is how we get them Southern gems on there, I'm with it. So, yeah, I want to submit. Hi, y'all, peace. Okay, so I have a lot to respond to there. Um, we did ride and dirty in season one, as it pertains to UGK specifically, mm-hmm. and. I was upset that that didn't get in the record club. That's an 80% weighted for me. It, well, listen, the audit is coming on my end. This was me liking Dirty Money as much as I did. I'm like, I got to go back and listen to this riding dirty again. I'm, I'm, I might have been tripping, you know? So in putting together the list of albums for Rab Express, you know, I still want to cover the double album on the show from UGK. I would also like to cover the two albums that came before Riding Dirty from UGK. But I had to make a decision because 
you know, um, it could be many, many years before we have ever gotten to dirty money. And, you know, the thing about Rev Express is we're not saying some of these albums can't or won't end up in the record club. We hope that they do. Every album we listen to, we hope we like. But when we look at an artist, sometimes we have to take one or two albums out of the um, running for mainline contention for one reason or another. In this case, this is an album that, you know, went through a long label limbo, oddly enough, with the very same label that Clips are dealing with, and we'll talk about later on, mm-hmm. Jive, and which would become uh, Zomba. And which would become Zombies, because they was fucking up. Yeah, they were fucking up. And, or, or I think it was Arista. Either way, it's in the background information. We'll get to it later. But when I think about the trajectory of UGK's career and what each album means to their career, whether it's an album of theirs that's highly critically regarded or their most commercially successful, Dirty Money is just the one that jumped out as like the least meat on the bone for a long form review. So, there is that and the posthumous UGK for Life album on the list. The other UGK albums that we haven't covered, um, including the double album, will be covered on the main line. So that's just to answer the UGK question. As far as requests, you know, you already hear me say, save your tears for another day. We're not doing additional tears on Patreon. However, you, as the sponsor of our show, the very first and sole sponsor at the moment, we're going to give you one of our poll spots every season to do a so what's the scenario branded, uh, you know, um, poll for Rabbit <laughs> So, Kenny, the sponsor, Huge announcement. will be doing one poll per season, and he can put any four albums up as long as we don't have plans for them already on the main line. Right. So you know how we, in the pay-per-views they would say you presented by Snickers. It's like it, yes. this is presented by so what's the scenario? You get you get Kenny, you did it, man. Okay? You made it. You, you made it. it. You got your so, own poll. As the sponsor, you get you know, one poll per season. We do have the right to refuse things, but we'd only do that most likely if we just have that project slated for a full review one day. That's the only way it'd be refused. Like if if we have it like in a season, like you know, if I yeah. know that it's something that's going to get done at one point in time, and it's something that we plan on talking about more at length, I'd ask you to switch it out for something else. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to offer that to you at no additional cost. That's right. You ain't got to pay. You're a sponsor, after all. What about me? Am I not a sponsor? No. No, you've never been. Moles, I don't have the. I don't have the energy tonight. You got to talk to this fucking guy. I just. I. I just can't. I know I what he's getting at because of this mixtape thing. He thinks he's our sponsor now. Theoretically, that is how it would work. No, it's not, Jay. It's not how it would work. It's not. No. We didn't want to do, we were forced to do this for our friend, Jesse. We don't want to do any business dealings with you. I sponsored this season. No, you didn't. <laughs> you, you're making me get, 
Listen to me. Jay-Z, Sean Carter, you have no bearing on this fucking program outside of you being number one on the board because you made a great album. It's stellar, okay? Congratulations. Other than that, get fucking lost. Thank you. Dis- no, 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 this isn't about that. Get lo- disappear. Be gone. Poof. Okay? Erase yourself from I'm this universe. I'm asking for one thing. Just give me a poll on a Rab Express. I'm, I gave you a $100,000 investment. You're going to let him do a poll? This is what I'm going to say, Jay. Okay? Um, this is the final negotiation that we're going Don't to give be him doing. no negotiation. This guy, no, it, it never stops, bro. Stop. Can we stop doing this with this guy? Okay, he th- he thinks he's entitled to everything, everywhere, Look, at all times. I gave you, I gave you albums every summer, summer after summer. Like, just enough of him, bro. So we have to say no to Jay. Men greater than us have said no. Women too. I just want to pick four albums for people to vote on. Just for once. what, Jay? For because because we said Kenny can. He's an actual sponsor. You're a nuisance. <laughs> there are many miles FOMO. between sponsor and nuisance. FOMO. Okay. Like that's our problem. The guy's a fucking billionaire. What does he care about uh, about being involved in our show for? What about, what about one. my FOMO? What about my FOMO of not being a, a, a big rap star in my 20s? Okay? <laughs> I should have FOMO towards Jay. I don't have FOMO. This is what I think we should do. I think we should give Jesse a poll every season and Kenny a poll every season. Yeah, I'm fine with that. As long as Jay ain't getting no poll. Jesse's the third member. Kenny's the sponsor. We'll do... Five, you know, five of the polls each for the rest of the thing. So five for me, five from you, one from Kenny, one from Jesse. Great. That, yeah, that that's works, right. And none yeah. for me. I get nothing. Yes. Why would you get anything? Because I contributed. audience i hate to sound like one of those you know fucking hotlines with the the kids the flies but you could you could donate i'm sorry what i said about jewish people you could could donate and free me from this slavery i never meant it and i'm gonna get it scrubbed from the album rules you probably should apologize for that first before you started asking for shit Rich people, I meant to say, of which I am a, a part of that group, I'll admit. Where's the fucking drop? Where's Please let drops? me do a poll. Fucking drops, fucking guy. This is pathetic. This is pathetic. This is pathetic. Sick of this fucking guy. I'll leave the show. Fuck this. That's how I feel. That's how I feel when you show up, Jake. Can you understand your own voice at least? You remember the disgust you felt in that moment? That's what I feel every time you're around. Every time I have to hear your voice. I will never come back if you let me do a poll. 
I don't believe you. I don't believe no. you. I, in fact, here's another one. I don't believe you to the point you say that and I just say. Okay. Rolling my eyes at you. Okay. I don't believe Is that you. authorization? No, no. It's it's a rolling your eyes. Okay. You're familiar. You delivered that line. No. You know just what? think about it, though. What if he's serious? What do you mean, what if he's serious? Well, if he's lying, then he's lying. And we're, we're in the same place we are right now. If he's serious, this could be the last time we have to hear from him. It's a gamble that has a very high upside and a very low downside. The downside is we don't get rid of Jay, which is no different than where we're at right now. And we have to give him a poll. Well, yeah, but I mean, who cares? Just let him pick out four albums. All right, so this and this. No, I need him to swear on something, Jay. You need to swear on something. You're gone forever. Give me something to swear on. Blue. Blue what? Your daughter. I'm not swearing on my daughter. Then, Then you're not serious. Swear on Blue Ivy here. right now that you will be here. gone. She can't come here. I, I know, because no kids allowed at Rab HQ. But listen, you need to swear on your daughter so I know you're not bullshitting us like you always do. Jay, you cut a you cut a hole in our floor in season seven. Okay? You've killed people. We have proof. And quite frankly, we're afraid of you killing us. You know? So we we didn't go to the authorities. All right. You forced us to get involved in this this mixtape manufacturing plant gimmick for whatever reason. No, he okay. didn't. Jesse did. It's only a proposition because Jay brought it up. We weren't ever going to do this. This is Jay's fault. I don't blame Jesse for this. I'm texting with him right now. You need to text with Beyonce and tell her that you're putting your daughter up. On, on the on the line. You're swearing by her, okay? That's the only way. That's the only way. What would you better tell him? He can get a poll. Just swear on blue. Swear on blue, he's gone forever. I'm explaining to Jesse how he's getting a poll for this season. Maybe he'll no, just No, he doesn't. We me. can tell him that. Every, you don't need to relay him that. Every, stop acting like it. Be present, okay? Don't be there. Be, be here right now. You know what we're asking you. Jay, you get your poll if you swear on Blue Ivy that you're gone. I just sent him the cash app. <laughs> Mules, force him to do it. I already paid. Jesse sold his spot. What? Jesse sold his spot. He already sold his first poll for the season. So Jesse doesn't get a poll till season 12, I guess. Jesse sold his one poll of the season. I can't trust anybody around here. It's that money. It's the root of all evil. It is. I I can't trust you guys. Wolves, I can't trust you, Jesse. I can't trust you. I'm the only one who's willing to stand up to Jay. You're the <laughs> one that caved and accepted the mixtape distribution shut, plant shut deal. Up. Shut up, you bitch. You're the only okay? one. It's shut always up, you. Bitch. You're a perfect no, angel. Shut, shut, shut Everyone up. Everyone else talking. is guilty Stop except talking, for you, Jay. What is what is the poll, Jay? What what I are you came so, up with my What own are you poll. so right? Why? For what? What is so necessary in this poll that I you had need to, to be, be the very first guest poll maker? 
What is it? I made history. What is it? What? The poll, Jay. What is the poll? I have it right here. List it. What is the poll? Jim Jones, El Capo. Right. Okay. We know the corporate interests, right? Rock Nation. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. What else? You got to drop a mill. All money is legal. Lego. That's actually surprising. I'll give you that. That's. Oh, look at this. We got Melody. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of a mill. I've been meaning to listen to the album. If, If they vote for it, I mean, hey. And and I'm surprised to hear this from Jay. Usually he discards old associates and acts like they don't exist, much like he acts like we're not talking to him. It's the, the rock. <laughs> now it's the rock again, apparently. Okay. Okay, Emil. Okay. Jim Jones and Emil. What else? We we you just can't do like all like New York, Jay. I'll do what I want. I paid for it. This is what I'll be talking about, Mools. This is what I'll be talking about. <laughs> okay. Up next, number three, you wise ass, you should just keep your mouth shut. Ice Cube, laugh now, cry later. Okay, listen, Jay, okay, listen. Yeah, you do whatever you want. You got money. You can pay for a poll. We're literally doing Ice Cube this week. That is, for the sake of the poll, do you at least respect, like, the Rab Express format? Like, we wouldn't put the same person in the poll back to back. We're doing Ice Cube. Like I said, I'll do what I want, and, and I don't care. We don't care. Oh my fucking god. We're gonna lose this show. We're not even gonna make it to season two. Like Jay's gonna take over. I can feel it, Mools. This is what's happening. We're losing our democracy. <laughs> That's what's happening right here on this show. It starts with little things like this, like him buying a poll and putting people in it who were already reviewing. Right. I mean he's bought an intro for me before on the show. Yeah, I know. Playboy Cardi, whole out of red. How could I forget? Ice Cube. What album? Laugh Now, Cry Later. It's a good Drake song. I'll give you, I'll give you that. Uh, that. That is just, that that offends me. It's just, it's so against our principles as rap rankings, let alone rap express. We're doing Lethal Injection this very episode. You know what? I'll trust the patrons to not vote for they're, Ice Cube again. They're not going to vote for Ice Cube. They just heard from Ice Cube. Right. Okay, fine. You, even you even with the patrons who boy. love to troll us, I don't think they're going to go that route. Laugh now, cry later. There's still one more. What is it? Lupe Fiasco, Food and Liquor Part 2. The Great American Rap Album. Wasn't that already <laughs> on a poll this season? Uh, No, I don't think so, but... I think that album's underrated. I'm, I don't know where that came from, from this idiot I executive here, produced the first album, Food and Liquor. Okay, yeah, that's the first one. What does that got to do with the second one? This is the Great American. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. I like that album. So, I, okay. I mean. I thought this was already in a poll. But it's, I, I guess it doesn't so. matter. Yeah, because Jay does what he wants, right? But, like, this is so weird, Jay. Like, why are you so adamant about these albums? Like, what is... These are the ones. I just expected something weirder from you. It's Rab Express. Jim Jones, Emil, Ice Cube, and Lupe. Okay. Whatever. I mean, whatever. He already bought it. Money rules everything, I guess. So, folks...
you're listening, that poll is out now. That'll be the first Rav Express review well, of season me. 11. Okay, so I gave up one of my polls to Jesse, who sold it to Jay. I don't even get a kickback. Mel gives one of his polls to Kenny, the sponsor. Kenny, don't do any business with Jay as it pertains to polls going forward. And uh, I guess he he didn't. He never swore on his daughter's life. He didn't. Jay. I never would. I fucking hate this. He just weasels out of everything. I, I paid. fucking hate this guy. Now make sure you stay tuned to the end of the episode. Yeah, we know. I'm, we know. I'm the coming giveaway. back. I'm coming back. I'm giving away a copy of uh, the S. Carter mixtape, which is in the record club of mixtapes here. I'm going to sign it. I'm going to give it away. And Jesse, uh, the third member, is going to do you know what he's doing with whatever that whole thing is. What is the tape that he's putting out? You don't even remember the name. Okay. You know, you, you, you're pathetic. You're a piece of shit. Okay. Get, there's no point in telling he, he won't leave. I tell him to get out of here all I want. It's just we don't have a show. We don't have a show anymore. It's just we just gotta wait wait for this guy to leave to get bored so we can continue doing our show. Because we tell him to leave, he just sticks around. What's going on? I don't know, Jay. You're the one here. What are you guys doing? Clips. <laughs> our show. Yeah, you. Oh my God, dude! I'll be back at the end. We know you said that. All can you, so I'm gonna go now. I'm just saying I'll be back at the end. I'm leaving now and I'm coming back. I never said I'm never coming back. You didn't okay, take Jay-Z. that offer. You should have okay, Z. You should have taken right. that offer, Mel. You know, if there was even a small chance, he would have. There well, wasn't a small chance. He's a liar. We can't trust this guy. Well, the poll is like, other than the ice cube thing, it's, I guess, it's fine. Ice cube. We just heard from ice cube. Laugh now, cry later. Of course, he picks like the most ominous. Fuck this guy, okay? Can we, can we move on? Please. Jesus Christ. What is this? We're really going to lose this a hot the show. segment? What? I don't remember what this is anymore. Yeah, the right. We gave the, spo- right, sponsor. the sponsor. sponsor. We gave him a poll. And we gave Jesse a poll. And Jay-Z bought Jesse's poll. So now Jay-Z has a poll. With these right. random Jesse ass will, albums. Jesse will put his first poll out uh, next season. I guess or season 12. Because he sold his first poll to Jay. Jesse, stop doing business with Jay. The He's tape is out. Stop. He's like it's, a mini Jay. He does what he wants. The to. tape is out, bro. The tape is done. It's finished. We took a deal we didn't even want to take so that you could get these things pressed up. Now just cease communication with Jay for the love of God. He's not going to listen. He's <laughs> just not going to listen. I'm Doomer Mel. I'm Doomer Mel for the rest of the episode. Um. He's a, he's a, he's just such an energy suck. Like, we're in the hotline, right? Okay, let's end it. We got the final Jesse message. The man who sold his poll. Uh, 
Well, you know what? I'm going to laugh now and cry later because this, like I said, this is perhaps the second funniest Jesse message of all time. I worry about this poll shit and Jay showing back up later. Okay. This is a, this is a funny message. Okay. Uh, I'm going to play it. There we go. All right. Bleak Life Part 2 call. Uh, Before I get to that, Mel had this, the F in the fuck redacted challenge or the fuck boy challenge. And I went to one of them HBCUs, so I guess the professors sometimes, they would just allow us to have just, you know, open-ended discussions in the class. And one day, we were having a discussion with one of our male professors about older guy. Uh, all of my professors are pretty cool, but older guy. Uh, we were having a discussion about, I guess, some gender relations, you know, what was the issues between men and women, you know, black men and women getting in. We were, like, in our 20s at the time. But something... Uh, was said in that class that I have never forgotten 20 years later, an infamous quote. Uh, one guy raised his hand and said, I'm from Miami. Uh, best of love, Van Buren. I don't know what part of Florida he's from. But this guy said, I'm from Miami. Where I'm from, girl call you a fuck nigga. We choked the shit out these hoes for that. He said this in the class. And teacher had to tell him to relax and everything. And it was it was an epic moment that I've never forgotten. Twenty years later, that's the equivalent of using the word weirdo in LA. Like you could get murdered for that. Uh, those are you know, those are some serious words. Anyway, back to uh, bleak lifestyle. So I was earlier. I was at the, the Van Nuys Costco trying to do the Daniel. Uh, plasma donation gimmick nearby and I'm in the bathroom like feeling myself having to throw up and uh, I'm thinking the you know the smell of my own doo-doo feces like Michael said the smell of my own doo-doo feces would <laughs> you know cause something to happen on, on the throw up side uh, nothing happened uh, about 20-30 minutes later well, on on the way to to the plasma donation gimmick, um, the Ubo goes off, the Bevmo uh, gimmick goes off, and so now I got to deliver some champagne, and that takes me out of the way. So, on the way to deliver the champagne, I have to pull over because it's time to throw up. And oh, it's true, it's true vomit. <laughs> Haskell Avenue and Ventura Boulevard. Uh, if you saw a black man today throwing up in some bushes, that was that was me. Now I gotta go deliver this fucking champagne to this lady and go home. So I just want to say thank you guys for uh, entertaining me, listening to the show, and I was listening to the Rick Ross episode when that happened. So thank you for entertaining me through the bleak life. The music about it is all fucking life. <laughs> yeah, look, is that drop? I'm in the drop, okay? <laughs> because, oh my god, um, uh, here, here, here we go. That music was happy and it believed in love and it was cheerful and it was musical. And now yeah. you get this this music that is so sad and so angry. Well, it's a bleak life, and the music about it is often very bleak. I just honed in on Roper going, yeah, in the middle of Ebert. Yeah, I'm telling you these drops you play them for so long and then you like really listen to them again and like you notice something that you never noticed before 
Yeah. Um, between the guy and his class, oh, it's true, in, it's true. Insane, insane Doo-doo message. Feces. I'm still putting the sex worker dancing to Rapper's Delight at number one. No, right? that's number one. Like I said, that's number one. This might be number two for me. And this you know, it reminded me of something here and there. He's talking about he's doing the plasma donation gimmick. It makes sense why he would sell a pole to Jay. I know that food man money doesn't pay as much as you would hope it would. So I'm not saying he's right for selling his pole, but I understand. Okay? I understand. It's too late now. Pulls. No, I know. Pulls the pole. But my plan is to show you that I understand. Okay. Dear Jesse. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh that's the hotline, folks. So huh, I guess we can wrap this thing up. Uh the outro theme brought to us by the father, Cam is like. Is this phone? You know it is. That's why we're playing it. So you ready? Yeah. Oh, it's my my cue to say something. Yeah. Hey, it's the hotline segment. This is the Moles and Mel and Cam is like, wait, it's the seventies. Seventies <laughs> is back. Peace and far out, man. In the seventies. All right, back to the current era. You know, it's the father on the beat. It's Moles and Mel on the streets answering your phone calls. At 718-635-0743. It's a hotline segment. You call in, leave a message, or even send us a text for international, uh, almost called them patients. <laughs> for international uh, friends, please do yourselves a favor. Save on the international rates by recording a voice memo on your phone or on your computer under three minutes if you can. And email it to therapprankings at gmail.com. No more long distance in this uh, in this hotline. We figured it out just for you. And we'll see you next uh, season. Ooh, hold on. Oh, hold on. We never get to this part. See you next season. Okay, it was a little drop. Okay. Was... Yeah, we got a nice little, yeah, it was a little <laughs> beat making, baby. The 70s. It's back. All right. This is the hotline segment. Hope you enjoyed. I know I did. Uh, Cam, remind me to send you... I I don't know if I've ever sent him the good beats I've made. You know, Cam is a great great producer. Okay. If I haven't said it before on the show... I mean, uh, I could send him an empty zip file. You don't have to... Oh, don't do that. Don't do... No, come on. I've made some... As a matter of fact, okay... As a ma- See, no, I you did challenged a whole project me just over now. your beat. You, 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 you challenged me just now. I'm gonna tell you something. I made a beat. I made a beat recently. As a matter of oh, fact, look, I made look a beat. I don't even. I mean, I just made one. I just made a beat. Look at this made long made con motherfucker <laughs> over here. Folks. <laughs> it's a long con. But you challenged me, and I know I was a trash beat maker for most of my career. But I've learned things since then. I made a beat recently. Okay, I'm gonna play a little bit to prove to, to, to Cam, who I respect very much as the father, that I'm not complete trash. Okay, here's a beat. In fact, it's for sale. If anybody wants it, reach out to me. Okay, how much? Uh, fifteen cents. <laughs> you know how we're going, right? Okay, this is a you'll recognize the sample. I call I call this beat women's studies. Okay, uh-huh. okay. check this out. Mm-hmm. 
producer tag. Like, like, you know. Virgin hi-hat. on the beat. What's with the hi hat? It's a demo. It's a demo. It ain't nothing. Wait, wait to the sample. Wait to the sample. Here we go. Here we go. I'm not mad at the claps and snares. I think they need to be beefed up a little bit more, but okay. not too not too much because then they'll start sounding like a clap. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, but a little bit. Maybe lower those hi hats or get more organic sounding ones. Yeah, that was uh, I don't know what was that the uh, ninth wonder drum kit. Yeah, it was it was ticking away. Okay, that's I was going for that. You know that boom bap. I was just messing around. Evil's studio to me now is not a serious place. It's, it's a, a place to game. mess around. It's a video game, like it was when I was a kid again. Because I'm not trying to do this professionally. But I was listening to that song recently, and I just messed around. You know, fifteen cents. Okay, That's fifteen for that one. Fifteen cents. <laughs> fifteen cents to the beat. Anyway, yeah. You know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So Cam. We can we can we can make some beats together. The Beat Boys, Beat Dad beat, and Beat Son. The Beat Boys. <laughs> <sighs> okay, uh, where are we? Uh, right. Okay, here we go. Uh, where are we going? Um, Shmagagi segment time. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Here we go. Okay. Shmagagi segment. Um, oh yeah, Billboard number one. Oh, it hasn't changed. Still number one. I feel like it's not going to change for a while. Eight week in a row. Uh, what is it? Eight, eighth week in a row is Steve Lacey, Bad Habit. Uh, I think the more controversial, like, stage moments he has and the more publicity he gets, the longer the song will stay on there. So, yeah. Uh, eight weeks. I mean, this is, uh... This is uh, just an oversight by the Billboard people because with the fact that Taylor Swift has rap verses on her albums now, she should be considered a rapper now. And <laughs> she should be number one with anti-hero. Oh, she's cussing uh, like a rapper these days too, you know? She really like, is. Yeah. You know, fucking this and shit that. <laughs> it's great. It, you know, I mean, I respect it. I re- as someone who was suppressed... For most of my 20s. I understand. Sometimes you got to let loose. She's earned it. You know? So. Hasn't hurt her sales. Uh, okay. Tay Tay cracked a milli on y'all niggas. Okay. What you a little more do? than that, even. So. All right. That's right. In fact, that actually leads into this week in the news. So I'll start with this only because, uh-huh. you know, uh, you know, it has something to do with... Uh, Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Got it. I'll jump to the end of the news. It says, uh, yeah, Drake and 21 Savage announced joint album, Her Loss, which should be out by the time you're hearing this. Well, not anymore, because he pushed it back today, apparently, from mm-hmm. October 28th to November 4th. I have my theories. My first thought was, like, he was like, oh, 40, he got COVID, you know, and, like, he got, you know, the man them got to rest up, you know. Boy, for what nigga don't want to make him sick or all that shit he be saying but for what though he got covid so you can't put the album out i don't understand because he was done or not it. he was mixing oh, but, okay. but, but and that was my thought i'm like why did you announce an unmixed unfinished album that's so unserious like that's that industry stuff you don't that is know so bizarre to if, me if because it's like you don't have strike to do you that. 
to be like, yo, we got to change some things and you might need to buy yourself more time. You know, like that's one thing I liked about our operation is like, we don't make no announcements until the thing is done. You know, I had, to, I had to learn that, you know, like when I was a teenager, I would make all kind of announcements, you know, trying to keep up with my idol Hamilton releasing 50 million projects a year. So I would make announcements of projects that never weren't even started, you know, but I learned to stop doing that. And it's like, you're the biggest rapper in the game and you're announcing stuff that is. And then I thought about it and I was like, that's not it. He's afraid of fucking Taylor. Yeah, because her second week numbers might be bigger than his first week. It's very possible. When you do, when you crack a milli first week, there's a chance that your second week could be crazy too, you know? Well, even if it's half, which a lot of times it just usually is like half of the first week, you know? Are you willing to go up against like 550,000? You're going up right. You're going up against 500 plus six, maybe 600,000. I mean, her From, final right, numbers aren't in yet. You know, there's word of mouth, too. The album's out, you know? Reviews. Rolling Stone gave her five stars. Okay. Look, I'm, a huge, I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan at this point in time. It's not her best album. It doesn't deserve five stars. It's good. But, I mean, sometimes I just feel like people decide to get it a few albums too late. They in do. this case, Reputation. And Folklore, yeah. uh, which was go. highly critically acclaimed but I still think is better than this yeah. and was worthy of the he's, five stars over this. He's afraid. <clears throat> he's afraid. afraid as he should be. I mean, it's not like this is unfounded fear, but he should have thought this through before he announced a date. That was the week after her already announced album. Yeah. I mean, how long has she been promoing midnights? You knew about this Drake. Yeah. This has been announced for like the, at least the last three, four weeks, you know, her loss that's another thing too i was so disheartened when i saw the title it's like oh joy another woman bashing album from the 36 year old man you know like come on dude like enough of this i'm petty shtick like you're why are you doing an album with 21 savage called her loss because you didn't get all that toxicity out on honestly never mind the last two songs that really performed for him were knife talk and jimmy cooks that's why he's doing an album with right and they weren't girl songs though yes so why is it called her loss i don't know but the whole thing with this to me just screams of like algorithmic collaboration almost like this guy's the most highest performing collaborator for me right now time to do an album with him look long time listeners of this show know I ain't no Drake hater. In fact, I'm an enthusiast. Some say a stand. I'm I'm emotional because I'm. I, it pains me to see him moving like this to become a degenerate gambler with a face tat. Okay, I'm gonna cry thinking about the state of affairs in Drake Look, world. I was a huge Jay Z fan growing up, and then he kind of got lame to me on Black Album and Kingdom Come, and he kind of came back on American Gangster. But after that, he was never cool to me again. And, you know, he just, there was, there was a difference in, to me, uh, go back to this Jay-Z season we did. We did a whole theme season, season two. Went through his whole discography. And when he pops up, you never know. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's uh, maybe that moment in Drake's career where it's like, it's, He's put like the best is not yet to come anymore. He's you've seen it already. 
he switched it up and he didn't commit to the bit, which is why we got a fake dance, fake house album. And now he's back on his, uh, she did me wrong shit again, her loss. Like, bro, you have a child now. You're going to be 40. You're closer to 40 than you, than you, than you were to your twenties. Now you've, you've cracked the halfway point. Like, what are you doing? Makes you wonder who's who is the demographic at this point for Drake? Is it teenagers and young adults? It has to still be because it's not adults, right? I mean, that's my only explanation is he's just catering to his demographic that he never aged out of. Basically, adults go through relationship issues too, obviously, but they're more mature, hopefully, in how they handle it. It's not all this pettiness and passive aggression, and you know, you doing me dirty shit. Like it's you just you deal with it like adults. He's still making music to subtweet people too. You know, seems and like I you're just, going through what I described on the Nothing Was the Same review, which is, you know, ever since Nothing Was the Same is my favorite Drake album. It's yours as well. And that excitement for his work and everything, like, and that way that I felt on his first three albums and on So Far Gone that he was almost speaking to music what was going on in my life after that it kind of just uh, no more because if you're reading this i is not something i relate to you know and ever since he's been in that like half mafioso trap bag like on if you're reading this and then like you said this petty her loss type crap I'm someone who understands, at least I like to think. I mean, look, so far gone review out now. I understand that the pettiness in the less, you know, reputable human emotions he's able to tap into and make it appealing. But he's not that age anymore. Like, you know, you don't have to abandon abandon your sound to grow. It's not a necessity. Hey, we were just bringing him up earlier, and I think he is brought up with Drake a lot. But the weekend, oh, these man. last two albums, After Hours and Dawn FM, sound nothing like the trilogy. But yeah. yet, ultimately, it's still kind of the same type of song that when he's you, making. When you really, you know, um, it's just more, I would say, refined and less yeah. explicit. When you deconstruct the lyrics, he's still talking about the same shit. Yeah, yeah but the music has changed, that, and it's developed and matured to an extent. Yeah, and he's also expanded from just the same shit. Yes. You know? So he'll give you the same, but he'll give you new direction. It, I don't want to turn this into Drake's symposium. But I'm but just like, saying, yeah, I, just, I, I can sense you know, more of a maturation and an evolution there in sound and in content and writing than I have with Drake over basically the last eight years now Drake I don't know how else to say this I want you to find love man I want you to find someone that you want to be with and be with for a while and we get like some real mushy stuff from you like enough about you like I'm not saying you hate women but like clearly you can't find any good ones because you have nothing but bad things to say about these women and and I just want to hear you say some good things make love songs again Easier okay. said than done. Um, what are you going to do? Perhaps his goose is cooked. I don't care. <sighs> we'll see when this album, if this album comes out, who knows? 
I don't know why you'd announce a new date if he has COVID and that's what's holding it up. What if he's still sick? Right. Yeah. Then what? That's why I oh, think it's, it's a Cap. November 11th thing. Yeah, it's Cap. He doesn't have no COVID. Okay. Day after Hamilton, you know? I'm, I'm you not, know, like I refuse to believe the COVID narrative. Yeah. He didn't have no COVID. He's, he's scared. Anyway. And he wants that number one, just like you said. Yeah. So. Anyway, other other news this week. Uh, NBA Young Boy signs with Motown Records. <laughs> I know it's not the same Motown of old, but that um, Universal never... Motown, I think. Yeah, it's not like you know the 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 Detroit like Hit Factory place, you know. Um, but it's still funny when I see it. Just imagining, did they know at the time that Motown would turn into a place <laughs> that would sign NBA Young Boy? No, they had no idea. Uh, Tower the Creator cast as Jesus for the sixth season of the Netflix animated series Big Mouth. It's news. I just don't give a shit. I mean, it's so many things in that sentence don't appeal to me. (laughs) That was bars. Uh, I'll say this. Um, Where is it? Uh... No, I could give a fuck. There you go. Pretty much. There we go. Uh, This week in hip hop history. A lot of birthdays this week of producers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alchemist celebrates his 45th birthday. Birthday gunshot. Uh, Madlib celebrates his 49th birthday. Birthday gunshot. Wow. He'll turn 50 the same year as hip hop. Wow. Is there a correlation? Is he hip hop? Mad Lib is hip hop. Jack Splash is Sega. <laughs> They've heard that now in the Danny Brown episode, so they understand the reference now. Uh, yeah, Mad Lib is hip hop. Uh, and Little Brothers Get Back, their final studio album prior to reforming as a duo with 2019's May the Lord Watch, celebrates its 15th anniversary. Well, all right. Uh, that's the news. That's hip hop history. That's yeah, check out uh, that little brother separate or equal review that we did this season. Or, se- or yeah, separate, but separate but equal. Yeah. That uh, Fonte charity starts at home on Patreon. That's right. That's right. All uh, right. That does it for the Schmageggy segments. Like I said, the Kanye of it all will be addressed in the E review, aka right. yet. Well, it's time for a special sort of review at the moment, because, uh, you know, I was fucking tripping. Isn't needed? Nope. Um, but what's needed every week is Rav Express. So uh, we got to enter the freezer and talk to Ice Cube, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, well, uh, let me load in the music. And I, that's another thing I got to do between seasons, figure out... Uh, what's going to be like the official so I can just hit the button. You know, we don't have to oh, perform. I don't think we have the take yet. No, I think we could. I think we do. There's been a lot of takes like. Well, you, you, know, got, the, you could, got the isolated, could, you got the yeah. isolated, you can spruce it up. A little right. Bit. I got the stems. I could take something from one episode and put it with another and really have a, a great thing. Well, let me you see know. if I can really give this one uh, some, uh, you know, Something. Some 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 spunk, some funk, some pizzazz. None of those things sound like they smell particularly well. Uh, 
Especially not funk. Pizzazz yeah. is just pizza when you, like, before autocorrect steps in, you know? It's basically, yeah. Who's that baseball? Mike Piazza? Me, Mike Piazza. I would always see his name. It's like, nigga, you pizza. <laughs> no, nah, come on. That, was my, that was my error. Come on, be nice. No, I, I'm not saying nothing's wrong. I'm just saying he's pizza. I I, understand I mean Piazza. I can't I can't lie. Whenever I see his name, but yeah, Mike Pizza, exactly. He's pizza. Oh, look at this guy. This. Oh my God, this this guy's a legend. This mustache. Mike right, Piazza. He's to, yeah, he's a fucking legend. Shout out to Mike, Mike, shout out to Mike Piazza. Kind of looks AKA. like house shoes. Uh, get no, he doesn't. He okay. does. Bro. Don't do that to Mike Piazza. <laughs> Hold on, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm about to. Okay, no, in the chat style. If you if you tell me this ain't house shoes, you lying to me. Okay, <laughs> this right. is how shoes for the L.A. Dodgers. Look at this. <laughs> nah, that's how I'm posting it. That's I'm not how shoes on Twitter. And I'm gonna be like, "Is this how shoes?" No, it's not okay. fucking how shoes. Okay, <laughs> doesn't look anything like him. <laughs> I don't know, man. But look, Mike Piazza is better than house shoes, though. So it's all good. Anyway, uh, let's hit the music. You ready? Yeah, sure. All aboard the Rab Express. Grab your tickets. Come get with it. It's the Rab Express. It's the Rab Express. Grab your tickets. Get on the train. Come get with it. Get on the train. The Rab Express. It's the Rab Express. True, true. Welcome to the Rab Express. This week's review, Ice Cube's Lethal Injection. That's the, that's the wheels. That's train to chugga chugga, right? That's the train, the onomatopoeia, right? Isn't it? This has been a terror train the last couple weeks. Oh, well, with the exception of UGK, I suppose. That's right. Yeah, that rod wave... Yeah, we crashed underneath the weight of that wave. We had Sage at Gemini. Motherfucker wasn't no Gemini. He wasn't a Sage either. We had to burn Sage after we listened to it. But this week, it's time to inject ourselves with a lethal dose of poison. Oh, that's right. I thought this was a pretty good take up top of the theme. Yeah. I wouldn't keep none of my train noises, <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I, I'm gonna put it together. I'm gonna put it together and see what we got. All right, okay, see what you got. Yeah, but uh, Ice Cube. This is his first appearance on the show. Yes, really, as, well, as a solo he was, artist. We reviewed one of his songs on the Trespass soundtrack. It's where you get this classic Mules drop. Oh yeah, where is it? <laughs> well, you were. Uh, I think you were quoting an Ice T line. Um, when you say that. Tea? Really? Yeah, oh, that was... Yeah, because it was a collab between the two of them because they were both in the movie together, right? Was that the deal? Yeah, yeah. Both of okay. them were in Trespass. But this was a song um, with both of them on the same track. Uh, Yeah, I think I think so. And uh, yeah, this is the Mool's, the Mool's drop. About to feel the wrath of a greedy-ass cracker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, uh, part of me is thinking that may have been why so many people rushed to vote for this one. This is like 
the biggest landslide of the season. Surprisingly. I mean, I'm not surprised because it's Ice Cube, but I'm surprised because we haven't really talked about him much on this show. And maybe, you know, maybe that's why, you know, it's another reason why it's like, oh, you know, they both, the, the audience recognizes it. They never talk about Ice Cube. But yeah, we're here. Lethal Injection. Uh, do you have any background info with this thing? Yes. Okay. This is considered like a disappointment by some. And like some people will say it's his first bad album. It kind of okay. has a reputation about it. Which, don't get me wrong, it's not as good as the three albums that came before it, but I think it's better than every album that comes after it from Ice Cube. Hmm. So this is almost the moment for me where I don't really listen to Ice Cube outside of after this, except for like West Side Connection. Okay. They had that big record in the early 2000s, Gangsta Nation. Cube is in that group, so I was not listening to solo Ice Cube music, um, like in real time. Okay, but when I went back and did my uh, did my knowledge on all of it, it was obvious to me like America's Most Wanted, The Predator, Death Certificate, Lethal Injection, and of course like the NWA stuff that carries a certain energy for me. And then war and peace volumes one and two, which came out after a significant gap. Like I think 98, the first one came out or 99, even like this is the second to last album of the nineties because he got so entrenched in the, in the film industry as an actor. Right. You know, um, to me, this is the last hurrah. Some people say that this is the first bad album from him. I never agreed with that necessarily. Um, I know about people. They even if it's like things. definitely a step down from the p- previous three. So my experience with this album is thinking it's somewhat underrated compared to its reputation. And also it being sort of my end point for you know, high enjoyment of Ice Cube solo projects. Got it. Well, I'm not so much a fan of what would come after this. And I am well, a fan of like everything that came before this. He was in his movie star era. Yeah. Know, his Kill at Will like... EP as well. I need to mention is really good. Yeah. Um, and I like Ice Cube as an actor. So, I know he's gotten flack from some people over the years and they don't like that. He went and made all these family movies and everything, but like, come on, he's in Friday. Like he's made some really classic fucking movies. Right. So I think he's a pretty good actor. And, uh, after this album, that's how I start to view him basically. Okay. Well, I knew nothing about this album coming in really. So, okay. Yeah, that's my that's my background, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I uh, hope "Laugh Now, Cry Later" doesn't win the poll. It's like a 2010 Ice Cube album, something like that. 09, maybe. I hope that our uh, the patrons are, you know, or you know, I hope it wins the poll. No. 
I hope it wins the poll. Why would right? you say such a thing? I hope it wins. Why? <laughs> I feel like Dre talking to his mom. Why? No, they, they try to troll us. So let's tell them this is what we want. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, you know, I'd love to listen to Ice Cube again. You this know, was that, a good, I mean, listen, let's do an Ice Cube double feature. Two cubes, yeah. please. Yeah, two, more where that came from. More okay. cubes, more time with family and friends. <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, well, hey, um, you want to start this thing? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, oh, damn, where my lethal injection notes go? Right, here they are. All right, we got uh, track one, The Shot, parentheses intro, produced by Sir Jinx. Mm-hmm. A guy who's been producing on Ice Cube albums since the very first solo album. I see. Well, uh, not saying he jinxed him, but flat six. You know what, man? My man? <laughs> As Quentin Tarantino would say at the Django <laughs> Unchained or probably Jackie Brown press junket. Um, seven minus. Wow, the skit man moves. I mean, the intro man. I'm. I'll go up for a good intro. You know. I mean, that's just the thing. Like, it was more interesting to me on first listen, and then subsequent listens. I'm just like, this, this is the thing about it, though, and it's almost unfair, but I guess it's just part of the deal. Okay. And spoiler alert: I like the next song. I don't know how you feel about it, but this certainly plays into it. There's good sound design here. My knock on this, it's obvious where it's going almost from like the first five, ten seconds. Well, not to me. Maybe I should have looked more into the shot, like the title. But right. all we know is where is, uh, I thought Dr. Q was going to penetrate his patient. <laughs> Honestly. With the lethal know. injection. Well, the injection is the bullet. No, no, with his penis. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why? I, I don't know, because he was like, you know, bend over or something. Like, why did he shoot him? Like, just what, just to be shooting something because it's gangster? Like, the guy didn't do no, anything. No, no. The guy was, he was like Mr. White. So he's like the white, you know, the white guy. I got the sense. But, like, his behavior and mannerisms, I mean, he seemed normal. He was a little irritated to be at the doctor. Who isn't? Yeah. You know? Like, he didn't do anything, though. Look, it's the Ice, he Cube. It's the Ice Cube album, you know? To me, it was very obvious where this was going. But the sound design was good. And the thing is, the way the next track kicks off, you get like some of the residual gunshot noise still yeah, from the end of the skit. So to me, I can't listen to Really Doe without listening to the intro. It's almost like, in some ways, I do wish it was just tacked on to Really Doe. It didn't need to be its own track. But it pl- it goes into that track. And it's kind of cheating because they bridge a part of it onto the beginning of track two but okay it works as an intro to me you know you All get right. that you get that shot gunshot right into the hard opening record well you want to go into that record yeah track two really though produced by Derek mcdowell i, I was close six plus there's no shame in a good old six plus you know, it says so much. The best of intentions are in that plus, on next to a six, at least. All right. 
but it just couldn't cut the mustard for you. For me, flat seven. Ding me, baby. Okay. This is a I beat feel you on the that, beat. To me, sounds more East Coast than West Coast. Hmm. The bass, I mean, that's nothing new for Ice Cube. His first album was heavily produced by the Bomb Squad, who were at the time best known for their work with Public Enemy. So when he left NWA, he basically went out East. Okay. You know, so I get some of that. And also, he had DJ Muggs. I don't know if DJ Muggs produced anything on this album, but there's like two beats in particular that remind me of DJ Muggs. You know, uh, that's... I don't think he did on, on here. He did on uh, The Predator, which is the previous album of Ice Cubes. And, you know, he's Cypress Hill's producer. And I get some Cypress Hill vibes from Cube on this track. I get Black Moon, like, Beat Miners vibes from the beat itself at points, like the bass line. Um, this female vocal sample running through the beat is a nice touch. I really dig the beat with all the sample layering, scratching in all those acapellas. I think Cube does his thing on here. It's a good lead track. It has some good energy to it. And it's Rab Express, so that's all I feel like saying. Uh, that's not all you need to say, you know? I mean... It's in comparison to other tracks that I would get. I realized this is a six plus because I was flirting with the seven minus because it scratched that that itch of like, okay, I'm in the '90s. It's Ice Cube. However, compared to other songs, like I know that this is uh, it's beneath them. Uh, only thing I really have to say is I like the beat and the line "Concrete Bench kicking off the hemorrhoids." At least that's what I heard. No, yes, I just, yes, I know about that. He also said, because you got a baby that takes many shits. And I thought that was funny. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, but yeah, really, that was the six plus. So flat seven for me. I enjoy it. All right. Well, hey, we can move on. You want to. Rav Express. Yep. Track three, Ghetto Bird, produced by QD3. Um, Pal. Eight minus. Not mad at that at all. Seven plus. Ding me, baby. Oh, man. Listen, this one, it grew and grew and grew this week. This is one where I'm just going to tell you third verse, perfect verse alert. (laughs) Third verse on this one. I I gave one of the first verse. So this is pure G funk in the production, but there's somewhat of an 80s feel to it as well with that synth that opens up the beat. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of that sound that opens up the song and continues to be used throughout the beat. Cube is rapping. Should I play it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I ain't gonna lie to you. I just like the beat. No, 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 it's a good beat. (laughs) It's a good beat. Let me see. I just give you Weasel and Jackson. Get over it. And it's season finale style, so I don't care if we're going Rap Express. Fuck them. There we go. That that baseline, which is familiar to me, I feel like it's from somewhere. Why oh why must you sloop through the hole like everybody I mean, from know, the hood? It's up to no good. This you is just the girls around here. What trickin' prototypical up early '90s G funk, if I've ever heard it. But yeah, listen, oh that West Coast synth, we talk about it all the time. When that synth that opens everything up is like some Miami Vice boom, shit. I really boom, like boom, that. Don't. 
boom, boom, boom. Is that like and Atomic Dog or something? What is that? It's just, oh, yeah, maybe. Sounds uh, very we'll familiar, a, but I love We'll it. get an Atomic yeah. Dog reference later on in this album, but... Word. I feel like Cube on this track is rapping more in his voice and delivery that I'm used to mm-hmm. versus kind of what he was doing on the last one, which was almost like be real DOS FX kind of delivery. Okay. Um, Ice Cube loves rapping about which streets he's driving through and turning onto or off. Oh of. yeah. When did he say he was like, what verse? He was like, it was like in all the streets, like, Oh yeah. I think I drove through, I hit the gas mash fast Inglewood. I think I drove through every single hood. South Central, Compton, and Watts. Long Beach, busting you. Here come the cops. This man gives us his whole Google Maps itinerary <laughs> in his songs. Um, the police radio and helicopters are a really nice touch to add atmosphere and cinematics to the record. Oh, and that For, bird call we heard. It. Yeah, the know, ghetto bird being, you know, the, the, the ghetto helicopter. shoppers. Yeah. You know, circling and surveying. Yeah, uh, like I said, perfect verse alert for the third verse for me. Beat changes slightly as well. Real good storytelling raps on this. All night, heard the birds circle while I was eating fish and watching Urkel. Classic line. <laughs> that was like when Family Matters was first popping off, right? And I love saying Urkel instead of Family Matters. <laughs> yeah, watch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Nobody called it. Of... Nobody called it Family Matters when it was airing. Urkel. Everyone Watching was like, Urkel. "Did you watch Steve? Ur- Steve Urkel?" We would say. We wouldn't say right. Urkel. We would say like Black folks would say Urkel. We say we, Steve Urkel. We too. would say like, "Yo, did you see Steve Urkel?" <laughs> that show. And did I know not have that was name. a point of contention on the set because it's like this guy is still in all our heat, brother. You know, <laughs> this freaking nerd character. I mean, I appreciate all of it. <laughs> Did I do that? Okay, as as a black nerd myself, you know, he was a he was an idol. Where are my Urkel drops? Hold on a second. Uh, here we go. I got a million of them. Uh, this this says, "Did I do that?" They love mail. <laughs> okay. Let's... Did I do that? Oh, they were clapping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Come on, you gotta you gotta love Urkel. Gotta watch Urkel. But uh. Yeah, this is this is my I'm just this is my standout favorite record on the whole thing. It's tied and, for number two for me with two other records that I gave a seven plus. Yeah, it's just it's oh man, I like it a lot. It's funny to think of just like a helicopter following him the whole song, <laughs> like the whole day. Like you just got to keep in mind as you're listening, the helicopter is still hovering up there, looking like super chicken. <laughs> you know i'm loving these lines you know light through the bedroom window but i ain't got shit with a pad and a pencil you know we talk about when it crashes like when it's mayday mayday i'm gonna clown <laughs> i would laugh too if it went down oh went to my homegirl's house and got a hug man she helped me run like harriet tub man <laughs> oh, man okay I'm, I'm a big fan of this song okay um wacky scenario I'm glad we watched Freaks first. Okay. Um, This song, Wacky Scenario, this is the theme song of, like, the troop of the uh, Freaks riding on Cleopatra and Hercules. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, the, like, when they were, like, grilling them and, like, they circled them at the doom, 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 doom. <laughs> that, was, that was what they got their ass beat to. This is what she got turned into Halloween a super special. chicken to. 
Out now. Oh, what is it? Out now. This is Halloween music to me. Definitely. It's a very creepy Those beat. synths are Halloween synths. Exactly. Boom, boom, you know? boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And even the and, G-Funk you know. synths are, yes. you know, a little horrific, Eerie. you know, kind of. Yeah. Not, listen, Tales from the Hood did so much to make the G-Funk synth somewhat eerie. Yes. Yes. I mean, well, here's the thing. They were always scary to me because, you know, growing up, I was scared of gangs. Well, you ducked and I thought of West Coast music. Right, exactly. But that was the thing. Like, West Coast gangster music, when I hear the, I'm thinking, like, oh, the gangs are around. So that yeah. stuff would scare me. Mm. Like, <laughs> so, and this was the first time in a long time that I, like, it was scary to me again. Granted, I was listening at night in a strange neighborhood, but it was like, it just, it all came together. This is the best song on, on the on the uh, album. Okay. I'm not mad at anyone who would say that. It's not my favorite, but I am um, not mad at that. Okay. Well, ghetto bird, y'all. All right. And uh, Sammy Zayn, final note. You know, we know about him. He think he on the team. So he probably turned to Cube and said, would you look at that, Cube? It's the police. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You want to move on? Yeah, of course. Track four, You Know How We Do It, produced by QD3. Uh, flat seven. Eight minus, Sting Me Baby. Oh, okay. This is my favorite okay. song on the album. Oh, well then. <laughs> but, you know, this is just more my speed of G-Funk. This is that real funky G-Funk riding music. It is. Yeah, just an easy layup with me. I'll always prefer this kind of production when it comes to West Coast rap. To the kind we got on the last song, it's why I'm such a DJ Quick Mark, and I prefer him over someone like Dr. Dre. Got it. You know, got but uh, he's still telling us about what streets he's driving down. You know, I'm a fan <laughs> of that. Yeah, you know, is, it's like anything else. You know, you gotta <laughs> you gotta hit the 405. You know, Google they send you a, a email at the end of every month your timeline of of places you visited. You know, that's. You know, we could talk about the surveillance state or you could beat them to it, you know, record a rap song. Let us know yourself. Take it out of the man's hands, you know. <laughs> Just, yeah, it's you got to love Q rapping about the streets. All right. That he's on uh, lots of samples in this classic. Yes, samples. Yes. Lots of classic samples and just um, a smooth, a smooth vibe that I appreciate. Yeah. I said feel good writing music. It's like a cousin to today was a good day. Uh, he mentioned Dennis the Menace. I said, "Shout out to Deno the Menace." I said, "Tonight was a good night." Huh? Yeah, tonight was uh, a good night. Yeah, okay, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you want to move on? Yeah, I don't always have the most to say about my favorites. Well, sometimes I have more. To, sometimes I have more to say about my least favorites. Yeah, you know, it just it happens like that. But uh, are you implying that the next one is one of your least favorites? Uh, no, I don't like it, but it's not my least favorite on the album. Okay, well, hey, track five, Cave Bitch, a.k.a. White Girl. <laughs> produced produced I literally by Brian wrote, G. Where did I write <laughs> this? Oh, hit the dinner roll drop. That was at the end of my notes, uh, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had to say, listen, come on. Are you a Rav listener and you didn't think of that drop? Maybe we haven't done our job, but... uh. Yeah, this is uh, produced by Brian G. And I gave it a flat seven. I give this a flat six. I think this okay. is an interesting piece of production. 
when we open up, it's like this kind of like Riza on Takao meets Prince Paul on like De La Soul is Dead type beat. Okay. But then once the speaker is finished, the real beat drops, and it's another one that sounds very DJ Muggs to me. Like, okay, this actual beat could have been on a 1993 Cypress Hill album easily. It's hard. Uh, okay. Subject matter means nothing to me here, obviously, but <laughs> the song can be funny at times, unlike Truly Yours by Cool G Rap. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, currently our default bad vibe song at the moment. I noted, like <laughs> it's, it's when the vibes hateful, get too know? when the vibes get too bad. Yeah, it get, it's not quite that for me. It's just I have no utility for a record like this, and I don't. You know, I like the production, and he references Patty Hearst, which if you don't know that story, you could really go down a rabbit hole Word. and look into her. Um fascinating story. There's a movie by uh, Paul Schrader called Patty Hearst as well. But uh, yeah, I mean, for what may be obvious reasons, this one doesn't all the way do it for me. Now, I bet you Quentin Tarantino loves it. Why? Love it everywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, this little intro up top, that man was going crazy. He caught <laughs> mutinoid caucasoid white cave bitch it's <laughs> like jesus christ i popped uh oh there's this thing in the beat ah uh, yeah baby oh <laughs> I, dude i pop every time that disembodied sample came in ah yeah. Uh, yeah baby <laughs> that was great um yeah he's you know he's on his militant black man you know stalking walking in my big, big black boots is my jingo now you want man dingo you know uh you know, do I want to fuck not Harley? That's kind of like Barbie fucking Bob Marley. Oh, we have a uh, Captain and Tennille line in here. Yet to hear a great one in the history. Well, of the there show. are none. <laughs> you can imagine it. <laughs> they're going to come up with new Captain lines about mules, and they're going to be better. There's a new okay. Captain in town. Captain and Tennille, it's time to fuck off for good, pals. There we go. You know, uh... Yeah, uh, you know, can't tame me with no bitch named Amy. Looking for the dark meat, but ho, I ain't trying to go out like Barkley. I guess he has a white wife. I didn't, I didn't even know that. Or maybe he had a white girl or something. Uh, references Emmett Till. Okay, we know about that woman that told on him. Okay, and she finally admitted that she capped about it. And they didn't, they didn't take her in because she was old. I tr- they were trying to, I think, but yeah. something happened. I don't know, some bullshit. White happened. Just white. <laughs> so, what happened? Uh, and I just love his little verse. Like at the now, don't think that I hate you because I won't date you, bitch. I gotta stay true. You can be a fan, but don't expand and try to get my dick in your hand. Yeah, that verse three, you always gotta like clarify. Um, and I pop for I'd rather fucking albino. Uh, shout that was out to hilarious. Ice. Okay, shout out to Ice, not Ice Spice or that Joe Button guy. No, just Ice. If you know, you, you have know. to clarify not Ice Spice because she yeah. might, she might be. <laughs> no, she's not albino. She's she's she looks like she could be if if just you know genetics had you know went went a certain way. She's got albino looks, but no, she's she's ethnic. I mean, albino people are ethnic. They're just albino. <laughs> anyway, no, look up Ice, y'all. Just just look it up and look okay. up Patty Hearst. And look up Patty Hearst. All right. Uh... Yeah, it's a funny song. Yeah, hit the dinner roll drop again. Oh, for sure. Here you go. White girl. Okay. 
Uh, you want to move on? Yeah, I have archival for the next one, actually. Oh, nice. Okay. Track six, Bop Gun, parentheses, One Nation, featuring George Clinton, produced by Ice Cube and QD3. I was on the fence, decided on a seven minus. I was on the fence, I decided on a seven plus. Wow. Sing me, baby. Okay. But I'm a Parliament Funkadelic fan, and... There are tons of P-Funk album and song and chorus references in his first verse and second, but especially in his first. Mm -hmm. Like, he's straight up just like, lyrics are just made of like random P-Funk phrases and, you know, lines and everything. And the song is basically just a love letter to them down to the George Clinton feature long as fuck like a P-Funk song would be. Right. And then at the tail end, we get this sound clip about prisons from what sounds like it's from a documentary. But this is called Bop Gun, One Nation, because it also is uh, interpolating in One Nation under a groove. There's so much Parliament, Funkadelic interpolation and reference happening in the two verses and in the chorus here. But this is the, you know, namesake of the record. Unless I'm mistaken, it doesn't actually sample this record. Well, you brought the record in, right? Yes. It's a record that means a a lot to me, actually. Hmm. And I named a track on uh, one of my albums, Bop Gun Boombox. No, well then. In reference to this song and not the Ice Cube song. Well, uh, you want to play it? Yeah, yeah, this is Bop Gun, Endangered Species by Parliament. Is that like eight minutes and something? I don't know why it had to. This had to be longer than the original Bop Gun. Okay, and yeah, that to I an mean, extent does kneecap it for me at a seven plus. Because let's face it, you can get George minutes. Clinton. <laughs> you can get George Clinton on the song. It could be a whole tribute to Love Letter to P Funk, and it can be good music, which it is. It really is. But why do you have to go longer than the real Bob Gun? Because that's what happens when I think you know you're a Mark. Marks always do the most. They just do, do the most, right? So you know what? 
this is, this is, this is. Oh, for real? No, not no, not the the whole thing, but the the ghost. Oh, right. Well, no, I know, I know the ghost drop, but like, so what are you saying? Like, what? Maybe like minute five or six of the song, you're like, this is, this is. <laughs> I want to say like, actually, no. I because I know this is a long song going in, and I've always enjoyed the music here. I'd say around like seven or eight. Got it. Which is, oddly enough, around how long Bop Gun is, the real song. Right. So, I think this could have used a little bit of editing. And that's what kept it from being an 8 minus as well. Like, uh, this is how we do. Well, you know, like I said, I had to decide, like, by giving this a 7, because, like, am I trying to listen to this whole 11 minutes every time? You know? But I'm like, well, if I like it, I can't give it a 6 plus. Just because, I mean, and it's, I have to think about it as a funk song because it's mostly that rather than a rap song. It's a groove. Like, it's a party record. And yeah, there's, there's only two verses across it. 11 minutes and they're not long verses. Right. He's almost a feature on his own song. So it's like, as a funk song, knowing what, what that genre is about, and then, then, yeah, I like it. You know, I mean, he had to say nothing wrong with your radio. Yeah, I know it's 11 minutes. I was looking at it like that time where I heard Dom Kennedy for the first time. <laughs> KD's using the same flow. And I thought it was the same song for like eight minutes. But yeah, um, I like it. It's a groove. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, no, it's it's just if I have one criticism, it's a, a bit overindulgent, even though I respect and enjoy the homage that's being paid here. So. Seven right. plus. Yeah, shout out to the Bob Gun. Not to be confused with the Bop Stick that Sada Baby's always talking about. And uh, party over here, fuck you over there. <laughs> That's all I got to yep. say. Uh, Want to move on? I do. Track seven, What Can I Do? Produced by 88X Unit, I guess. Uh, five uh, seven. I mean, 88, what is he, building a brand behind our back? <laughs> In the past, who's X? Who's X unit? Is that like a G unit derivative of producers or something? <laughs> we know Dan will be moving in mysterious ways. X unit. I'll, I'll ask him about it. Eighty-eight X unit. Okay. Seven um, plus. Ding me, baby. Oh, okay. Tied with uh, Bop Gun and Ghetto Bird is my second favorite. Um, you said the jail sound, but was that at the end of Bob Gun or the start of this? It's at the end of Bob Gun. Okay, I had it at the start of this. Okay, well, yeah, the the guy in any country, prison is where society sends its failures, but in this country, society itself is failing. <laughs> then I popped big facts. It's interesting because we get a beat that's definitely somewhat energized in its programming, but it's a laid back West Coast beat, kind of like this is how we do. But then you get this synth piano in there that adds this melancholy to the beat that helps underscore the lyricism. And you get some good uh, Marvin Gaye interpolating in the background during the chorus, good storytelling um, during the verses. These are the jail tales, and I can't fucking go there. Yeah, I can't go to jail. I cannot go. I wouldn't make it. Um yeah, it's a storytelling record. I said woke cube, politically charged black music, you know, of its era. 
Uh, I, I popped it where the song went, though. It's like this kid is a dealer. He got locked up. He finally, it's funny because he was like, uh, can't wait for 92 so I can get with my crew, like when he gets let out. But verse three starts with, uh, you know, fucked up in the pen. That was 94. <laughs> yeah, because he kept catching extra time for doing things. Um, Cube does the whole, you know, guilty on every charge of all the, the things that white people did. I feel him. I feel him. Um, I said the beat sound like a sugar free demo to me. Interesting. Um, yeah, like I could like hear the that. unfinished yeah. the the song like, laid back yeah. elements in it for sure. Um, but yet the programming being somewhat energized. Yeah, you know. So I like the I like the storytelling. I like the beat. But I'll say this: I had to bring this in because oh my god! Now it popped me less once I reached the end of the album. Mm-hmm. And I saw the point he was making. But in the moment, on first listen, I thought it was just there. I didn't know it was going to return. And I'm like, okay. Like, folks, this is what happens at the end of the song. Hey, yo, what's up, homie? Uh, why you just sitting here looking up in the sky? Waiting on the Lord. Waiting on the Lord. That's right, wait on my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So you ain't gonna do nothing with your life but sit here and wait for Jesus to fall out the sky? That's right. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that popped me so hard on first listen. If he would have made it its own skit, Skit Mel would have gave it a 10. It would have been a 10 out of 10. At least a 9 plus. Because that was me to all the Tylo fans when this news of him voicing Jesus came out. <laughs> you just gonna wait for this Netflix animated series where Tyler voices Jesus? Yeah. Okay then. <laughs> like, I did. Listen, his once I found out where this was going by the end of the album, it it was less funny to me. But honestly, he's leading by example. Everyone who has an issue with other people's religions or whatever, I then should be everyone's response. Okay, in the entire world, when somebody's on something, just, all right, then. Like, they just on something different. We don't need all this fighting in war, you know? Like, come on. I right, then. It's just, and then, he, and then he left, you know? Like, that was it, was, it was peak absurdity. It was perfect. But, yeah, I love that. Uh, you want to move on? Yep. <laughs> Track A, Lil Ass G, produced by Sir Jinx. Uh, nope, six plus. Mozumel Connect, six plus, no notes. I said this is like a little one, but back in like the early 90s, the future song. Uh, but things have changed because you know he's scolding the youth and want them to be better. Future is like flaunting them around, like Malu. But I think this is my theory. My angle is future is terrified of these little hellions, so he praises them to keep them on his good side. Because he's he doesn't want to be terrorized like the rest of the community. Uh, broken xylophone at a swap meet type beat. Uh, there's a skit where someone says "fuck your life." Uh, it's just it's a fun it's funny too, uh, you know the story. Uh, of course, we got stereotypical lines about like going to jail. He says you're gonna see more assholes than pussy holes in that system. Oh, he's getting closer. So hit the hit the ghost one more time. <laughs> Okay, this time for the album as a whole. No, 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 just the ghost. Oh no, no, I'm saying like the drop for the album, yes, not yes, just Bob Gun. The ghost, the ghost is on his way. Oh man, 
Okay. <laughs> Bring in the homie. The ghost of the homie. This is. This is. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's it. Just kids, stop running around and shooting stuff up, all right? It's the tale as old as time. You want to move on? Yes. Track nine, Make It Rough, Make It Smooth, featuring KD, produced by QD3. Went up in the final hour, seven minus. Wolves and Mel Connect, yet again, seven minus. Nice. I just like these laid-back beats and more my speed, as I was saying. Um, Even though I don't enjoy this one as much as the last song, or rather, uh, What Can I Do? Or You Know How We Do? Uh-huh. And uh, the beat definitely carries on this one. KD is the only rap feature on the whole album. He's fine. Very mean potatoes. I didn't honestly connect with me what they were doing until second listen. On first listen, I was it was like a six plus. I'm like, all right, make it rough. Make, make it rough, make it smooth. But right, they're each playing their role, you know? Um, Cube is rough. This KD is smooth. And they're going back and forth, you know, about like their respective lanes. You know, but I'm the message, I think the music, that they're coexisting. I enjoy, you know? I enjoyed the song. They didn't get in my way. Okay. I hate when niggas get too fucking sexy on the track. I'm pro black. Well, I'm pro Matt. <laughs> yeah. So Martin reference, Dragonfly Jones. It's, it's, it's so nice. I like it. Uh, you want to move on? Yep. And bring in the homie. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. Well, <sighs> here we go. Uh, Track 10, Down for Whatever, produced by Madness for Real. And Mool says, This is Running on Empty. Six What's minus. Here? Oh, man. Worst song on the album to me. Oh. Uh, glacially slow beat. This does not sound like being down for whatever. It sounds like being down for only specific things that don't require a ton of energy. It's the worst song. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, I said Ice Cube is rapping. Wait, like what do you how- give a song? Oh, oh yeah, seven minus. Um, Ice Cube's rapping how Jindro, the hypnotized German girl <laughs> that I told you about in the slump, oh, slump? Episode, yeah, was slump. yeah, was slouched in her seat. That's how he's rapping, uh, which I appreciate. I saw someone genius. This song is famous for its role in the cult classic Office Space. Like we know about that movie. Oh, it's the movie yeah. that uh, the guy Michael Bolt is. Is a song Michael Bolton that character in the movie is rapping along to in his car. Guess what? I don't fucking care. I don't yeah. live my life by what I see in movies. Oh, go. yeah, that movie was hilarious. I love that scene. No, I don't. Okay? <laughs> movies on t- TV too much. Okay? <laughs> Give a fuck uh, about your stapler. Fuck your office. I guess that's the point of the movie. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. give a damn. Famous. Okay? And movies. I don't like the song. I think it's the worst song. All right, I like I think, this. Uh, I think you should feel that way too. I know. I like this. This like sloth flow he's doing. He Ugh. said, "I got potentials to blow up a wind yeah. shows." Yeah, I know. Yeah, I popped. Didn't and, stop uh, me. Me and the homie in a warm embrace at this point. Okay. Oh, brother. Well, verse two, you shouting out. I guess his dad. That was a fun verse. Um, and my only other note. Uh, what did Mel say when uh, the girl he met in college started to OnlyFans years later and he was paying a lot of money and then he, he uh, she put up a, a pay-per-view where she was doing full frontal stuff? How if I know? Damn. I'm broke. 
That's what I said. And it is what I said. But uh, yeah, that's that's, that's gonna be a drop going forward. I know it is. I already, yeah. I heard, I saw the potential in it. Yeah, the potential. But uh, yeah, we we can move it along. Um, track eleven, enemy, produced by Madness for Real. I wish I hadn't have brought the homie out. Well, no, this wasn't a homie moment for me. It's because we're basically at the end. I wasn't running on empty, right. but yeah, it, no more takeaways, folks. Flat six. Rules and Mel Connect, flat six. This is uh, not a hard and fast rule that I live by because I like a lot of public enemy music. Mm-hmm. But I have a hard on for Farrakhan, the sweet begins. Um, <laughs> beats kind of clunky too and silly and. Sounds like that goofy character walking into the scene style. Boom, 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 Fucking, this is loser music all the way. All right, that's all I got to say. Flat six. Uh, I said Jamaican cube pops up. He's doing like Jamaican flows and, and enunciations and things. Uh, I said it's just the fuck white people record. And uh, what, what, uh, um, Hold on, how how would I phrase this? <laughs> this man's this man's making jokes on the fly. <laughs> okay, here, here we go. Here we go. Um <laughs> what <laughs> when when do racist whites throw a barbecue? Hmm. I don't know, but this could be good. Every January sixth. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Oh, man. All right. No, you uh, did it again. You were genius. <laughs> yeah. um, we can wrap this thing up, then. Uh, track 12, When I Get to Heaven, produced by Brian G. Uh, another flat six. Oh, man. That sucks, dude. That really fucking sucks. Yeah. Oh. Uh, six plus, okay? Oh, wow. Okay. 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 Uh, right. Listen, actually, really like this beat, but he's still slobbering the guy they call my people termites, and I get he means a lot to rappers of a certain generation, but he doesn't mean shit to me, and uh, will remain that way. Uh, uh, he can go fuck himself. Six plus. Yeah, and this is the point where like the man shows back up from from the end of the last song that was looking up at the sky, and like. Cube is like, you know, so you don't want your car and your watch and everything? And he was like, nope, the Lord provides for me or whatever. And he was like, all right, cool. <laughs> all right, then, cool. And he took it. I'm like, so Cube, you just want material stuff. And I'm like, oh, I see. You're saying Jesus is dumb to you because the white people foisted it onto us, right? And, like, the truth is the, okay, I see. But, like, y'all know, like, I said this when I was on the phone. That, you know, like, Farrakhan is just a dude, right? <laughs> He's just a guy, <laughs> The thing about Farrakhan is he's just a guy, guy, you know, (laughs) you know, I I don't have a problem with you. I don't have a problem with you. Right. You're flesh and bone, just like me. That's all I'm saying. You know, know, I'd have a beer with them. (laughs) I guess due to the strict tenets of the nations of Islam, uh, you can't drink beer. But, you know, I'd have a cup of tea with them. Find out, why am I a termite? Explain to me. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, it's just, I mean, it almost made me knock off Cave Bitch. Because at first I thought he was just on his strong black man, Dr. Umar shit. But then it's like, oh, this is real for you. Like, okay. All right. He even dragged Marvin Gaye into this. Just like, I, I, 
you know, but look, listen, I, I listen to his ideologies and I'm like, I did, you know, like I, I, I feel no ways really. Like it's not a five because the beat's straight. It's a shame that, that this the beat, beat is, is, is beyond straight. I really yeah. like it, but it's yeah. not enough to get the song over when he's literally tooting it for Farrakhan. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like, all right, man, you know, a sample of Farrakhan on a record is one thing, like, you know, basically calling him like, why this guy when you can have like Jesus, this is Jesus. Yeah. yeah like, like, no, it right, isn't. Man. Okay. Like yeah. Mel said, just a guy. Just a guy. And it's not my guy. guy. I'll tell you that much. Not my guy either. But like you said, I, I respect what he represents. Yeah, of course. In a positive manner. I can't you, discount you know? that, especially as someone who's doing a rap podcast. Right. And what he meant to this generation of rappers and black men in the early 90s, especially. So There you go. Um, and not to say that all the people who, you know, respect him or followed him at some point are themselves anti-Semites who hold those same views. But, you know, it's uh, what they say about keeping mixed company sometimes, you know. There you go. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you want to rate this thing? Rank it? Yeah, let's rank it. Uh, hey, this is one of those rare moments. Uh, we both like 7 out of 12, 58%. We both had 80 out of 120 points, 66%. So 62% for both of us, which means so, that listen, rap rankings, weighted rating, 62%. You haven't heard the EP or the first three albums that came before this. Nope. This is a step down, but it's still not bad to me. I don't know. I don't get this as like this historical disappointment he has so many worse albums than this part not yeah, so mean, many but i got yeah. eight out of the deal like, anything I'm, I'm after this is worse in my opinion okay so 62 percent. where would that put him on the board today it would put him as the new number okay so he has the same weighted rating as uh method man to cal and a few other projects but Tikal had 13 tracks. Okay. So this would be below Tikal above 8 Mile soundtrack, which has a 61.5%, making this the new number 87 album on the board. Out of 147. So Out of 147, correct. And it knocks Outcast Idlewild, the very first review we ever did back in season right. zero, out of the top 100. Oh man, that's a this gunshot is just for the history of it all. The history yeah. on this uh, on this season finale of the mixtape season, covering this historical reup gang and clips mixtape, a historical moment. You know, flashes before our eyes. The very first thing we ever reviewed is no longer even in the top one hundred. All right. So, oh well, uh, I'll toast to that. There you go. We've come a long way, and we're going to keep going. You know? So. 62% from me, 62% from you. I guess this thing is just a 62%. And I'll say um, it's not a 57.5, so good work. Cube, you did it, pal. You made a 6.2, basically. You did it, Cube. Yeah. You made an album that both Mules and Mel agree is a 62% weighted. <laughs> Q probably, who's been hearing people say uh, Lethal Injection is, sucks for years, heard this review and he's, he loved it and he was like, Now control that narrative, you asshole. How the hell you turn this shit off? 
I love that bit at the end. You gotta <laughs> always leave that in, right? Because even Cube's an old man now, you know. So like, right? He might not know how to turn it off. So yeah, here we go. Uh, the time for America's favorite segment. And this is, uh, yeah, but this is also the official completion of the first Rab Express season. That's right. That is so right. So congrats to all our patrons for helping steer the ship. Gunshot. And yes, Thanks. now it is time for America's favorite segment. Well, uh, let's bring in the uh, music here. Long-ass part one this week. Oh, it's the finale. You know, finale. That's how Finale it biz. Finale business. All right, uh... So we saved the Raekwon beats for the, for the you know, Coke. and Right, it's the original Coke man and the new Coke men. Uh, well, let's start with ice cream. Okay, I remember Well, I guess the original Coke man would be Curtis Blow, actually. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Cocaine is my favorite drug. Shove it up my nose so I see some blood. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, this is the theme song this week of uh, This Week in Mools Now, uh, Ice Cream. It's This Week in Mools and Mel, America's favorite segment. The captains are coming. We got music that we play that we've been listening to outside of the show. And we bring it on to this segment. It's called This Week in Mools and Mel. You heard Mools and Mel. Those are the guys that do this show. That's right. It is. It's This Week in Mools and Mel. And they're coming. And it's time for us to tell you what we've been listening to outside of the show this week. So tune in for America's favorite segment, This Week in Mools and Mel, with Mools, myself, and Mel, the junior captain. I'll throw in a damn uh, ice cream. How fucking original! <laughs> For good measure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, I got two songs. I got two songs this week. I do as well. I got two. All right. As long as you don't have two versions, okay. I don't have uh, two versions. All right. Great. Enough out of Franco. Two separate songs, different versions. You know. Nice. Well, uh, what's what's up first? Well, let's play him something from the new mix that was released. It's that DJ Purell and the Clips side hustles, the mixtape I made back in 2006. Here's one that people may have missed, and it's on the tape. This is Double Down featuring Vibes Cartel by Clips. Clips. Uh Vibes Cartel. Yo, yo! Down. Hey. Pussy see me blinged out, tough talking, scream out. Next thing you know, blood flow, them shots ring out. Now your men's and them got new tune to sing out. Church choir him, long stem, rolls them bring out. Baby mamas tear up, tell them hoes cheer up. Always in the street with heat, got to fear us. Threats never matter, can't stop my swagger. Rat a tat tat, gun clap, kill the chatter. Re up, gizzing the posse. No niggas can stop the haters, but celebrate if they drop me. But until then, you gotta love me in them droppies. Honey K, grown man shit. 
riding on stocking. Welcome now, this is Trouble Town. Everyday gunplay, keeping it muscled down. Chopper with the muzzle, keeping a muffled sound. A one clip, each a bitch, I'm double down. Yeah, that's on the mix, huh? That's on the mix. Patreon.com slash rap rankings. Gotta love it. Alright. Mix available now? Yeah. Right. If you a patron. Alright. <laughs> right so what you got? Yeah. Alright, well, hey, um, Shout out to, uh, what is it? Three days, Steve O'Connell. It's three days, yeah, of <laughs> yeah. course. Three days put me on to this. Uh, that's Steve for anyone who missed the hotline. Um, he's been talking about this guy for a minute. I've been seeing him talk about him, but I never, you know, took the time to look into it because I'm a busy man. What with, between, you know, rapping and touching myself, there's lots of stuff I got to do. But finally checked it out. He sent me, like, some screenshot of a line. And, you know, I'm children's media mail. So he said something like, you know, I thumb the trigger like Gerald and Arnold, and then like their handshake is like a thumb thing. I'm like, all right, okay, fine. Well, you know, cheap pop, I listen. And I listen to this guy. It's Kenny Mason. Okay. Uh, he's from Atlanta. And how I described him in the chat, he's like the best parts of a lot of modern acts, including uh, Cardi, uh, JID. Um, who else did I say? Uh, Travis Scott, like the best I've parts seen the, of them. I've though. seen the name around. Yeah, quite me a too. bit. Like, yeah, you it, know, like so. maybe in like our J Cole Kendrick circles, perhaps. Maybe yeah, he's on I mean, the Jid album, JID. He is that dance now record, and okay. he sounds a lot like like him. And when he's like rapping, rapping, because his deal is he's sort of a hybrid, like that Nanny Brown, you know. Um. When he's rapping, rapping, he reminds me of J.I.D. I'm not uh, hip to this artist, but I've seen the name around enough and people talking about this person. Yeah, you know, but I was I was impressed. I mean, I, I have to I say his album. I thought they were like on is Dreamville. No, I don't think he's on Dream. He's he's doing his own. Earth he's Gang? like an affiliate, maybe. No, no. Kenny Mason is like his own guy. All uh, right. I don't know. I had him I, like. I believe. I think I in my mind, I was like, oh, a Dreamville. Like he's on Dreamville. Yeah, no, he's just uh, like I think everyone's a rock nation. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's his own deal. He's uh forgot who he signed to. Somebody, some label. But uh yeah, he put out this thing, Ruffs, recently. Um and yeah, this is the song that put me on. The style sentence is called Mama Don't Know. Uh very contemporary, but he has a lot more to offer. I will check out that Ruffs. Uh but here it is. For a choke, lightning bolts, I can feel it. All my promise are dope. Hold my mama no no.
don't know, you know. Makes me think of Travis Scott, definitely. Yeah. Uh, a little baby Keem action. Yeah, yeah, there's some of that in there. I don't hate it, but it's, uh, you know, I'm 35 years old. Word, I feel you. I would I would check out, I would guess there are probably at least three Mool songs on that tape I heard. Because he Can does he like a lot of rock rap? incorporation. Can yeah, he and really rap? rap? Yeah. That's what I need to know. Yeah, because if it's some just that, we're not going to get along. Oh, it's definitely not. It's definitely not just that. That's the thing that made him interesting because, you know, if it would have just been that, I'm like, oh, he's a dime a dozen, you know? But Almost Sway Lee. Yeah. Feels. Like a lot of different registers. Yeah. He was Con- in, contemporary you know? sing rap, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. So. Um, hey, speaking of which, I was uh, going through my extensive archive of unreleased Chief Keef. Oh, okay. And it's, well, by the time they're hearing this, it's right after Halloween season. But while we're recording this, it's still that Halloween season. This is Voodoo by Chief Keef. I think uh, 2014, maybe. That was a good year for me. It was a good year. Uh, all right, here we go. Gonna steal all his clothes. <laughs> it was a thought against us, no thought they're gonna steal all my clothes. That was good. It was good. It was, I expect that from Chief Keith, you know? So, uh, yeah. That was not the kind of stuff we were getting on our Back from the Dead review on Patreon. Um, yeah, it's not, unfortunately. But yeah, no. That's the Chief Keith that I like, you know? So. Yeah, I like that one. That's I like them. Okay, them types of Chief Keef songs. That is. Well, you got it now. Thank you. Underrated but, part uh, of this week in Mules and Mel. Mel gets everything I sent him. Yeah. Archival audio. This week in Mules and Mel. These beats. He's starting a brand behind my back. Confirmed. Okay. <laughs> What's that one song. I love you. Uh, I thought you were about to say, what's that one song? And start singing that Barney song. 
Oh, I love you. You love me. Yeah. I mean, it's a classic. It's a classic. It's a good song. You see, you see that Barney doc? I ain't watching no fucking doc. Well, what do you got next? What are you closing? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, I've heard this. I was like a probably like over a month ago now. It's been a minute, but I listened to that Cameron. Uh, oh, an A-track album. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just kind of been in the queue. I've been, you know, it's on my playlist of running the Potpourri 2022 playlist. And I've been listening to it. Uh, it's a pretty good project. I like more than half of it, I'm sure. And uh, this is one of my standouts for me. It's track eight, uh, What You Do, featuring Damon Dash. I mean, he's, you know, talking to shit yeah. at the end, I believe. But uh, yeah, this is a good record. Check out that Cameron Agreed. project. This was one of my takeaways. Yeah. So uh, here you go. Niggas ask me what I ever done. Man, listen. My resume go. speaks for itself. Eight tracks too. But let me remind y'all real quick. Shit, we're back weed. I took the Cali ride. Or Fox 5. I cursed Bill O'Reilly out. Shit. Left my girl, I'm done with love and shit. Went on 60 minutes, told the world fuck a snitch. Had the pink fur, pink phone. Huh. Pink rings, pink chrome. Produced movies with Queen Latifah. Went to the Emmy, smelling like Wiz Khalifa. Sex with some of the meanest divas. Had beef with knives, good looking, I weave that ether. Uh, go online and go to Venture Crazy. Got head for Monica Lewinsky, baby. We know why that was a standout for Mel Cam talking about ducking. You know why I ducked? <sighs> no, I, I am a big fan of though. Go ahead from Monica Lewinsky, baby. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is a good song. You know, is that it's it's like a recap. It's a recollection. It's a testament to his greatness. You know, I like it. It's good. But well, uh, I guess that concludes this week in Moles and Mel. I guess it do. And hey, give me some credit because I brought in rap both times. Okay? Yeah, you brought in real rap, okay? <laughs> right, rap music, all right? Wasn't rap from a cartoon or a video game, okay? It doesn't happen that often, okay? Don't. That's the biggest misrepresentative job to tell people things like that. I bring in, I bring in real music, okay? So, Shaq yeah. EDM or some shit, you know. <laughs> Diesel in this bitch breaking the like the backboard. Okay, all right. Uh, you wanna you wanna pull in this outro thing? Yeah. What do we got? All right. Well, we got. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right. Oh, it's uh incarcerated scar phases. Oh my god. Classic. I cannot go to jail. Got <laughs> this incarceration, penitentiary. Yeah. You know. All those words. It just give me the, the it gives me the creep scoop. Okay, I, I can't do it. All right. But uh yeah, incarcerated scarfaces by uh What do you give this song? We know. I don't remember. We fucking know. Probably six plus. Five <sighs> six maybe. Oh brother. Here's the beat. It's this week in Wolves and Mel. And it's come to an end. Funny enough, clips wrapped on this beat on the Pharrell mixtape. And we reviewed that on Patreon, too. But this ain't a fucking plug for Patreon. This is This Week in Wolves and Mel, America's favorite segment. And what'd you get? Well, by God, you got some great stuff. You got some clips featuring Vibes Cartel. 
off of that dang uh, Mool's mixtape, which is out now from 2006 on our Patreon. Dang it! It's another freaking <laughs> Patreon plug. Well, there's all that value. That's what comes with value is mentions and plugs. And speaking of plugs, so this Kenny Mason must have the plug because he's the new guy. Everyone's talking about Kenny Mason. Kenny Mason. Kenny Mason. Kenny Mason. <laughs> Kenny Mason. Everybody's okay. talking about Kenny Mason and Moses and Mel are playing him on the show. Gotta love it. And who else? Chief Keep. The Chief, man. We spoke to him. And he said, that was it, okay? And uh, we ended with uh, none other than Cameron and DJ Ed track from their You Wasn't There album, uh, which is out now. And these beats, of course, have been from the classic, seminal, timeless, one of the all-time greats, only built for Cuban Links, which we reviewed back in season six. And listen, hopefully tonight things go a little better for the Coke dealers than things went for Raekwon during that review. But this is This Week in Moles and Mel, and I'm sounding out. This is Moles, the captain, that's Mel, the police informant and junior captain, and we are saying goodbye, world, we'll see you next season from This Week in Moles and Mel headquarters. There we go. Okay. Uh, well, is it time to finally give them what they came for? With three hours and 45 minutes under our belt? I hope so. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's do it. Starting with a little info about this tape. So here we go. We Got It For Cheap, Volume 2, is the second installment in the We Got It For Cheap series. It was released on December 31st, 2005 as a free internet download and is hosted by DJ Quentin Sparks. Now, I just want to say, all I could find was December 31st. Not to get on my Darth shit, but I pretty much remember it being October 2005, but whatever. Okay. Like, maybe it was December 31st and I'm remembering incorrectly, but something tells me it was released like two months prior. And I just want to mention that I can't find any proof of that, but it's just I'm going off the vibes. Well, interestingly enough, when I was researching to say I could barely find any proof that like the black card era was the subtitle. I mean, Pusha T says it like up top in the like, tape. Yes. Right. But when you search this thing, like it's like nobody knows about it. It's the weirdest thing ever. Yes. Like, Even I, though the no DJ version of the tape, the cover are four black cards Right. with each member's face on the front of them. And when you when you can actually find proof, there were subtitles for, I believe, uh, the volume other two ones. Well, volume three does. Three is the spirit of competition. Yeah, right. You know, and this was the Black Card era. But, like, well, get up. Try it, folks. Google it. Like, it's like nobody remembered. It was Erasure, okay? It was anti-Black Card, okay? But we know the truth. And so does Pusha T, which is why he says it, because he named it. And him and Malice. Quips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of them, in late 2003, Quips began recording material for their second album, Hell Hath No Fury. However, further work on the album ground to a halt in 2004 when, uh, you said, is it Arista? It's Arista, yeah. I've always said Arista. That's either, either or. Okay. Uh, 
Arista Records, Urban Artists, were absorbed by its sister label, Jive Records, as part of a larger merger between Sony Music Entertainment and BMG. Due to contractual requirements, Clips was forced to stay on Jive, while Star Trek and the rest of its roster moved to a new home at Interscope Records. Like Robin Thicke, for example. <laughs> while Clips resumed work on the album and eventually re- uh, finished its recording, the duo became increasingly frustrated with Jive as the label overlooked it in favor of the more pop-oriented acts on its roster, which caused numerous delays in the release of Hell Hath No Fury. As, uh, as delays continued, the group asked for a formal release from its contract. When Jive refused to grant this request, the duo sued the label. While the litigation took place, Clips released new material through their legendary We Got It For Cheap mixtape series, which featured Clips and Philadelphia rappers Ab Liva and Sandman. The group was known collectively as the Reup Gang. We Got It For Cheap Volume 1, was the first, which was the first official collection of new material from Clips since the release of their debut album, Lord Willin', was released in 2004 and received positive reviews from critics. The second volume of this series, what we're reviewing here tonight, received widespread critical, or yeah, critical, critical acclaim from music critics. I see. Stylus Magazine gave it a score of B plus, stating volume one, which overall is still quite good, only seems worse because volume two is nearly flawless. On two, the Reup Gang imagined some of reimagined some of the most uh, well-known hits of the first half of 2005, as well as other classics. Pitchfork awarded the tape an 8.8, noting Volume Two is the best example of what a mixtape can be. Online blog site Rap Reviews rated the album to be an 8.5, with editor Tom Doggart saying, "Here, the clips is immeasurably skilled, rocking every beat imaginable." old school and new, and doing it with style and substance to spare. The details sear into my skull, from their clothing style to their dealing strategies to the ambitions they have. Volume 2 is considered to be the best in the series, as well as one of the greatest mixtapes of all time. The tape is credited with helping revolutionize the mixtape industry. Pitchfork placed the album at the mixtape at number 130 in their list of top 200 albums of the 2000s and at number two on their list of the top 50 rap mixtapes of the millennium there you go that's a little bit of info but uh i believe you have some personal experience with this thing uh oh yeah i mean we always do our background information but perhaps no other project we will ever do on this show has the amount of background information wow. from me. Okay. There is perhaps no other project we will ever do on this show that I am more familiar with. I know every single word of this thing. My God. I Damn. I can rap every single word to you right now and just bleep out the redacted words. Okay. So, this one, man. Like, Listen, you go back and you hear our Lord Willen review. I think it was season three. Uh, I was a Clips yeah, fan so. from day one. Or as David says, we were Clips fans since Dead Babies in Restrooms. Wow. Which is a line that I think Malice said on Mr. Baller by Royce to 5'9 before they ever released an album. Wow. Like... I was a big fan of the clips. However, this took it over the top. This particular tape. Volume one was cool. 
it was good to hear from them again. I was anticipating the new album. Mm -hmm. This shit, I mean, came as close to changing my life as any musical project can. Wow. This is probably the project I've run the most times. Like, I don't think I've listened to any rap project as much as this. And it's it's a mixtape, you know? But I should take you back to the Knitting Factory in New York. Not the one in Brooklyn, the one in Lower Manhattan before there ever was one in Brooklyn. And it was March of 2006, just a couple months after this tape had been released. And we mobbed to that show. Me, David, uh, Stu Brian was with us. Ozzy was with us. There's some people who I just want to shout out real quick. We were okay. mobbing to this show. And so much so, we nearly got arrested on the way there. <laughs> okay. Stepping off the train with a just thinking we would just walk around with a bottle of Grey Goose in my hand, like not even concealed, really flagrant. Okay. Okay. But this was the, I was, listen, there, it was an energy situation that night. Okay. Nothing was going to stop us from attending this show. Cause we were in love with this mixtape. We knew every word and people would get a kick out of it because we would be rapping bar for bar, come pick someone up in the whip. And like, they'd be seeing us in the front rapping all the lyrics. Every time, like, it was a gimmick, basically, you know? Right. <laughs> when we showed up at that show, I'm not saying it was just us, but there was a moment where, first of all, the whole thing about this show, Pusha T has gone on to say in interviews that, like, this show told him to basically keep going. Wow. Because he didn't know given the fact that it had been so many years since they put out an album and that they had songs in rotation on the radio, didn't know if he even really had a fan base left. So when he saw just how, and I mean, people were like, you talk about, give me all your BBC and ice cream right now. There were people decked out in bape, like a lot of people in there dressing the part. Me and my people, we didn't have no bapes, okay? Didn't have the money for it. At this time, at best, I had those those pink and green ice creams, Mel, the board flips. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, you know, like we're not in that we're not in that scene to begin with. Like we're really here for the music, primarily for these bars, you know. And this is a bar fest, this tape, and this show, you know, was Clips and Rio Gang, and Clips did a lot of Clips stuff. But when they brought out Re-Up Gang, they were doing like pretty much like more than half this tape. I'd say they did three quarters of this tape. Wow. Live. And I spit every fucking word. <laughs> to the point where at one point, Ab Liva points at me and our group and is like, yo, what the fuck? Like, they're going bar for bar with us. Every single bar. After the show, 
I didn't meet Pusha or Malice. I met Sandman and Ab Liva. Ab Liva, one of the tallest humans I've ever seen in rap. Wow. Only rivaled maybe by Slim Thug. But I was just about to say, Slim Thug. He's a giant man, showed mad love, really cool, but nothing was like Sandman, full-on embrace, hugged us, thanked us for supporting and really being true to the music, you know, like knowing all the words, rapping them all back to them. And that was like, quite frankly, thinking back, one of the best days of my life. Wow. And we went to a lot of clip shows after that. And sometimes it was an Eclipse and Reup gang deal. Same deal. They went back to the Ninning Factory later that year. We went. Mm-hmm. After that first show, where you know they noticed from the crowd how hard we were going, they would start bringing us water bottles. Like they would <laughs> notice us in the crowd. Bowery Ballroom, Brooklyn Hip Hop, whatever it is. When they see us, it's like someone get them some water because they're about to rap. <laughs> so they would just give it like oh, they saw, man. you know, how dedicated we were. And I actually have an interview clip where the interviewer was asking them about that night. And he's talking about me. It's the weirdest fucking thing when I'm doing research for this episode. Someone asked them about me, kind of. Mm. It's the, the clip mules. In the archival wow. part one folder. Oh, this is classic. This is this is the most yeah. This is the most classic personal experience uh, <laughs> ever. Uh, here we go. Mike, I'm gonna tell y'all something crazy. See, I ain't catch y'all out of out, out of the country, but remember the show we went to uh, uh, in New York. What was that spot? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Linen factory. Linen factory. Remember, remember, I ain't going for it. Remember, white boy lost his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they be everywhere, though. Yeah, everywhere? Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. That white boy lost his mind. I said, all of a sudden, I said, y'all, y'all, he went, I forget what song it was. And his mixtape money, that be, that be the mixtape money. That was crazy. Money, that was a mixtape. That was a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. Y'all linked out, he spent word for word. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, Yeah, I mean, so I, you know, I respect that. So, you know, y'all got the album. So that's oh, while they were promoting uh, Till the Casket Drops. That was their final group album as clips. But he brought that up, and I'm just like, holy shit, he's fucking talking about me. This is insane. Mules is hip-hop history, officially. If you didn't know by now, folks. Okay. You know, and this this was the thing. Like I said, like, this this was a moment for them where they're witnessing people rapping mixtape bars. Not just the album, like, yeah, we all know grinding. We all know when's the last time. We all, even though they don't perform that song, um, we know Cot Dam. We know uh, fucking Pussy from Barbershop Two soundtrack. We know the fucking uh, what happened to that boy record with Birdman. But I mean, to know bar for bar the mixtape shit freestyles over other people's beats that I might not even know the lyrics to those songs. Probably don't. Just, to me, unreplicated. Like, Volume 3 didn't scratch this itch for me. Volume 1 didn't quite scratch this itch for me. Like, the the thing is about mixtapes is, like, I don't know if Lil Wayne has a single mixtape I like as much as this one, mm-hmm. but he 
is a more consistent mixtape rapper to me. This is just like a crown jewel of mixtapes to me. <clears throat> and I mean, I, mean I have I have all the, the experience world, in the world with you this know? thing. Yeah, I mean, we we talked about it all season. It's usually this or some little way mixtape that tops people's best mixtapes of all for time. a good reason though, and it's because of a highly competitive style of barring out almost that like you just don't even see any more really. Mm. You know, it's a uh, it's a very important tape to me. It's as important as any tape to me. It's the one I know backwards and forwards, spit every bar to you to this day, listening to it this week. I, I don't even, I didn't even have to listen to this to review it. Word. Wow. And before we get into your background, I just want to play one more clip with Sandman and Abliva talking about their process and uh, point of view when it comes to creating these tapes. We pick out beats for each other. Dog, I heard yeah. something. You're going to go crazy <laughs> on young man. So, yeah, we fans of music, first and foremost. You know, this is what we do, but we fans of music also. So sometimes I just listen from a listening standpoint. We, we, we gel sonically. I don't even trip off that anymore. Like, at first, I used to be amazed. Like, damn. Like, how we do that? And we ain't even practice. You know what I'm saying? But I don't trip off of that. But what I do love is the fact that morally and principles, I'm dealing with some real dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to worry about the shit that got a lot of people broke up, jealousy, backbiting, uh, none of that. You know what I'm saying? We is a family, four brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like the clips are blood brothers, but the re-up gang are definitely brothers in the form of our group. You know, we never cut corners. We never take the, try to take the easy way out. Even with these mixtapes, like when people listen to them, like originally when we set out, we really wanted to make one of the dopest mixtapes, but we couldn't just tell you, hey, we made a dopest mixtape. You know what I mean? But we said, you know, we get in there, we pick out the right beats, and we attack it the right way, make sure the ad-libs tight, the hook's tight. You know, we get really creative with it. The listener will hear it. We don't have to tell you, you know, this shit is dope on top of this. <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody got their own twist, and after traveling, we really all talk alike. Everybody just put their own twist to it. Like, the word, you know what I mean, that... Yeah, go I mean, from yeah, I mean, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, yeah, that I mean, like it's just crazy. Everybody really got the same lingo, just put their twist on it, you know what I'm saying? But with us, it's crazy. Like, uh, I might say, Pass me that puppy, and I'm talking about the ping pong handle, but it's a puppy, you know what I'm saying? Or you ask me how the cheese tastes, puppy crazy. So, you know, we just have fun with words, you know what I'm saying? A lot of uh, ebonics. And, you know what I mean? We have fun. So, you have a field day with whatever it is you want to have a field day with. If you want to rap over Jungle Book and make it hot, then that's something I could do without getting it vetoed or all in favor say, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, expect, and that, and that goes for the clips as well. Like, you're going to get different shit from everybody. Because, like a lot of said, we end up raising a bar, period, as a collective and as an individual. Here's the process, you know? Yep. So, uh, yeah, background info, Mel, what you got? Well, it's tied to you because I didn't hear this thing until 2016. When you no no one who knows me well enough goes very long without hearing <laughs> this one. Nice. Well, uh, yeah, when we started, uh, you know, our uh, partnership musically in 2016, this is one of the first things you had me listen to. <laughs> you know, and if I remember correctly, I don't think I had like any skips. Now that was 2016, Mel. Though you know, right? Not saying that's gonna happen here tonight, 
but I remember distinctly, like, because I was almost jealous of the fact that you got to experience this thing for the first time then, right? over 10 years after its release, and I was in there geeking out in the Skype chat with you. I remember geeking out over just individual bars and moments, you know, this is a celebration of lyricism, high level lyricism barring out, you know? And that was was the reason I recommended it to you because when we were starting your first, I guess, goal was to get the rap stuff in order. Right. And you know what? I remember the first two things I recommended to you. It was little brother and Fonte as the first thing. And the second thing was this. I remember listening to uh, Charity Starts at Home in my room in 2016. And I remember listening to this in that same room. And I I got the same sort of feelings I got here in Drought 3 for the first time. It's just like rappers losing their mind for no good reason other than for the love of rap. (laughs) You know, just being great because fuck it, why not? You know? Um, So... It's nice to revisit this now, six years after that. Um, I'm ex- it's it's a foregone conclusion that it's in the record club. It's just like how how high will it go? Will it end up will it be, number one? This is will my question. I have to? zero question about it getting in the record club. What I'm wondering is, does it become the new number one mixtape on the board? Because this is a two way street. This show. This All isn't right. Moogles presents rap rankings. You know. As much as I love this tape, I'm going to say this right now, here and now. I will accept whatever outcome comes tonight. Okay. If it's not number one, I'm not mad at that. Legitimately, I'm not. I am here to express my appreciation and love for this project. And uh, I'm always down for some more water bottles if they want to go on tour and do it all over again. Oh, man. So, wow. yeah, I mean, it's been over four hours now. Perhaps the longest part one of all time. I think we've cracked this before. I don't remember what, but if it is the longest, it's a finale. So, you know what time it is. And I think it's time for the third member to be ushered in and for this review to begin right after a word from our sponsors. Well, from us regarding our sponsors. Hey, Rap Rankings listeners, or should I say, listen those. Mel, we've been through this. Speak normal so people know this is an ad. Oh, come on. A little rap speak never hurt anyone. Folks, in case you missed it, Rap Rankings finally has a real sponsor. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's latest foray into the world of carbonated beverages, ZOA Energy. No, Mel, not ZOA Energy. This is the second ad we've cut for this sponsor. Oh, all right. The dang car game. We were just playing that the other day. Yep. So what's the scenario? The hip-hop debate game. Argue, diss, and battle your way to victory using your favorite rappers, real skill ratings, and unique scenarios. That's right, Mools. No two games are the same, and there's also booster packs available to expand your deck and create the ultimate roster. Don't forget about trades and stealing points. Now we're getting surgical. So, if you're interested in rolling some dice and securing bragging rights after coming out victorious in debates about hip-hop, which is what we do right here, head on over to SoWhatGames.com to purchase your copy 
of So What's the Scenario. And don't forget to use affiliate code RAB, that's R-A-B, to get free shipping. Yep, RAB is officially certified in the sponsorship game, and we couldn't have found a better fit. So if you're a fan of rap rankings, then you'll most certainly be a fan of So What's the Scenario. I couldn't agree more. Also, be sure to check out our podcast feed for episodes titled Rap Rankings Plays, So What's the Scenario, to hear Mools, Mel, and special guests play a modified audio version of the game. And on that note, we've got a review to do. Again, go to SoWhatGames.com to make your purchase. Use R-A-B to secure free shipping, assemble your crew, and prepare to enjoy So What's the Scenario. I think I'm looking forward to cracking up. Uh, I hope I can, like, you know, totally crack up. So uh, I haven't, like, totally cracked up in a long time. It hasn't actually been a long time. I think we cracked up when we did Trap or Die. You know, Jeezy was sure. cracking up. But this is but this is this is better crack. This is the best. This is the best crack we've seen. Okay. okay. What do you say in uh, the damn thing, Wolfgang Puck? You know, this is. This is gourmet crack. <laughs> All right. This is the, this is the real shit. Uh, Jesse, you here? I'm here. <laughs> what? what are you doing? Are you eating? <laughs> what the hell? John Cena and Mark Predka. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Predka? Yeah. No, I that get was the my reference. Mega Ram bit. I get the reference. That's my Mega Ram bit, Moles. <laughs> oh my god. Listen. Alright, well, Jesse, All right. Jesse, Listen. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And I'm responsible for booking him. Wow, the applause is like louder than usual. They they love you. <laughs> okay, finale. This is style. the second time this season that we've discussed publicly outside of the paywall the Mega Ran eating situation. He was eating. It was audible. He's a great man. I tried to edit as much out as I could, but he was eating. He's great. Man was eating. Yeah. He was great. Him. We love him. Friend of mine. But he was eating. That's all. <laughs> like, no, uh, best of love to Mega Ran, truly and seriously. But he was eating. You know, so he, he, he just, Yeah. It happens. People eat. We, what did he tell us before we started recording? Mega Ran said he had to be somewhere. You know, so he had he to get. He said he had to be somewhere. Right. I'm a very busy man. That's right. So he was able to squeeze us in, and he was also able to squeeze in a little meal, you know? And squeezing hey. chips into his mouth, you know? <laughs> hey, it is what it is. We appreciate his time. And uh, listen, it ain't about no video games tonight. Uh, it's about uh, drug cooking, drug selling, drug dealing, drug rapping. Yeah. Okay. Drug rapping. But not but just any drug rap, and I, I really do feel like this is elevated drug rap. Yeah, what did he say uh, in the in the interlude? He was talking about like uh, these are uh, these are quality street raps or whatever the fuck he was saying. Okay, we know about Pusha T, high taste level ass nigga, right? Okay, but uh, yeah, we're in the we're we're here to do the review. We're we're in and this review. is a black card affair, I must say. Moles, Mel, and Jesse in the same building. Two thirds, you know. <laughs> oh wait, we need another black person. Two-thirds. That two thirds—that's that racist, though. You know, they tried to say uh, we was like, oh no, that was three fifths, right? Yeah, okay. three fifths. 
What's that? Sixty percent, two thirds. Okay. Oh, yeah. We, well, we're better. Yeah. No. T- this is sixty-six percent black. Okay. We good. We good. Never mind. All right. Yeah. Uh, we got it for cheap. Volume two: The Black Card Era. Brought to you by Mool's Mel and the third member Jesse Fairfax. How you doing, Jesse? I saw that you were. Uh, well, apparently, people thought you were like dying or something. Right. Yeah. Man, went for a checkup. That's all. It was a fucking checkup, y'all. Okay, he's okay. I mean, it was a colonoscopy style, but yeah, it was. Oh, it was like, the ass. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm definitely not laughing yeah. at you because I'm reaching that age. You know, I'm. Uh, I'll be 30 in April, and you know, I mean, I already feel my body breaking down. It's whatever. I'm gonna have to get them colonoscopies and them, you know, all that. Did they do and if you're in the room checks? with the doctor? Huh? What'd you say? I said if you're in the room with the doctor and the scope, <laughs> them doctors looking at your ass. <laughs> Jesse, were you on your hands and knees? Were you uh, on your back, legs up? Turn to my side if you Turn must know. Turn to your know. side, okay. Hey, yeah. uh, I mean, look, shout out. You Place know, under that anesthesia, and then thirty minutes later, I woke up. And it was oh, over. you? They knocked you out for this shit. Yeah, they have to. Oh shit! Listen, uh, to quote did you Ray, feel violated when you woke up? Yes or no? No, I don't know. If they violated me, I didn't feel anything. Oh, so you feel okay? Yeah. That listen, that's a PSA if I've ever heard one. Go. Let them shove something up your ass and put you to sleep for 30 minutes. Listen, if anyone's confused, no, this is not one of those podcasts. To quote Ray J, shout out to all my gay niggas, okay? We're good. But, and also, we some family men. Okay? Some family men, we doing these reviews, all right? So. I'm just saying, you know, uh, if you're a man of a certain age, you got to let them do that to you. You got to do it, okay? It's about Make health. sure you don't have that colo. I think it's called co- oh well yeah it'd be colo canso not just colo everyone yeah, has colo, colo. canso that's true unless you're uh, fucking around Wu Tang because they didn't tape that shit up and kept feeding you and feeding you you know whatever they was doing well listen the last time we did a coke rap opus with Jesse on the line it was oh, our very very controversial Cuban links review now you did say. Mm. When we listened to this tape in the background information, that you at the time had no skips. So I don't anticipate a Cubo Links situation, but I'm just saying we know about Mel when that snow comes. We uh, know. That's, that's not what it is, okay? It's not some anti drug rap bias, okay? It's just that album is overrated. <laughs> Okay, to me, to me, all right? Just what me. year was the New York Liberty game, Mel? That was uh, 2000. Mm. Well, it was five years before you ducked. <laughs> all right. You Let's definitely would have ducked in 95 if you ducked in 2000. Okay, the what? graffiti from 95 is probably what you saw and ducked for. So raprankings.com FAQs, okay, glossary. All right. It explains what listeners, these... you want to know how much melee rap? He ducks sing one of the five elements of the culture. That's no, it's it's much more complicated. Wow. No, no. That's like no. ducking seeing people break dancing. <laughs> 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 
to know. Stop it, okay? Okay, check the glossary, folks. This all this ducking talk and everything. It's not what it sounds like, all right? And and we're not doing that tonight. We're doing you literally ducks and graffiti. We're not making it anything else other yeah, than you, what it then is. You twisting it. You you on you on your tuck tuck tucko. Okay, tucko Carl. So you ducks and graffiti. Graffiti's an element. We can move on. We can. We gotta. We gotta make safety review. Okay. Uh, you got anything to tell us when we start? I mean, you. Yeah, we need your background information. We already gave ours. I don't really fully recall how I discovered this. Maybe OK Player. I I don't know. I'll tell you this much, Jesse. You're in the archive post on the lesson about Pusha T from around the time a little after this tape dropped. And you're in there repping hard for the re-up game. Okay. Uh uh, I, I have a I have a story in a little while. I don't know when to work it in, but yeah, uh, one of the only times I've truly ever marked out over a rapper. Were you at either of the Knitting Factory shows in '06? No, I was at SOBs. Uh, okay, Reup Game performed. Were uh, you at like that outdoor by the water in Brooklyn, like in Dumbo, that they did one year in the summertime? No. I've, no, I've only seen them at SOBs. That's it? Yeah, it was a Hot 97 showcase. Like, I might have lived in Philly at the time and maybe traveled to the city for that. I don't remember. This was like. I was, I was yeah, expecting more 06. background information from you, given the fact, you know. I don't remember how I discovered it. I just know that I played it a lot. I mean, I, I might have discovered it because I loved the first one. Uh, I loved Volume 1. Um, I'm not going to say as much as this, but I, I like it a lot. Uh, I don't, I don't really care that about volume. With your statements from 2006, where you said it's almost as good as this, but not quite. Okay, yes, uh, you got a good memory. I don't remember half the shit I've said. I have on no that memory. Site. I just, I, I uh, just read the post today though in preparation. Yeah, got it. Uh, who, who was it? Young Age or the no the oh, true, one? Oh, true. Uh brother, that guy's a fucking. Menace, uh, yeah, <laughs> aka me. I'm, I'm a menace on there, but yeah, um, he talks about himself. I liked, yeah, even when he speaks in third person. Okay, uh, I liked Volume One a lot. I like, uh, but yeah, not as much as Volume Two. And then just Volume Two just blew my mind. I just played the shit out of it. That, that's all I can really recall. I don't remember how I discovered it though. But this is not your, like, I mean, I know you like Max B. You have a certain appreciation for Chief Keef. But, like, this is not really, like, your bag, this kind of subject matter. What do you mean? Subject matter? Uh, I like Jeezy. I like, uh, when you say subject matter, uh, dealing cocaine? Yeah, like coke rap, dealer, like street rap and stuff, you know? Uh... I like Lord Willen and Hell Hath No Fury a lot. Uh, I'm not like a super duper, like just, you know, like a, one of the hipster writers where it's just like, oh, I got to go hard because it's coke rap. I just like good hip hop. That was an interesting thing, actually, in that post that I found where the subject line was like, Pusha T is the greatest cocaine rapper of all time. And uh, I think it was Mr. Monotone who replied okay. with, like, um, like apropos of your statement, 
is this really what we're doing right now? We're talking about what is a cocaine rapper, but mm. it's definitely like something that's kind of been at this point, potentially solidified or potentially phased out, depending on how you look at it. Like, I hear people refer to, even to this day, as a solo artist, Pusha T as, like, coke rap. You know, sometimes I'll hear people call Freddie Gibbs coke rap. He's not. Jeezy, of course. Yes. Um, Definitely. You know, I've heard the term coke rap thrown around throughout the years in, like, blogs and websites and things like that. I definitely feel like it was going too far with the fucking snowman mascot uh, for for Jeezy, um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of just hip hop in general. And maybe I discovered the reup series because I was waiting for new clips material between uh, the delay yeah. of uh, that tracks Lord Willen, and Who like there was are nothing the modern happening. day Coke rappers. Uh, shit, you'd have to tell me. Uh, oh, West Side Gun? The narrative goes that the rappers ain't selling it no more. They're doing it. So, might not be none. Okay? West Side Gun? No, we know about him. He ain't selling no coke. He's he talks about it a lot. Uh, what? He talks about it a lot. Uh, okay. Sure. He's a probably, mark. He's it's he, Raekwon cosplay. Yeah, he's he's probably selling coke to Hitlo. Okay, that's why he was shaking in that gift. Oh, uh, we know. Stop that. He's a this is a fucking weirdo ass mixtape series title. Okay. Fuck yeah, Pusha T is the lead guy. Uh, yeah, I just looked up Coke Rap 2022. It's Griselda and Pusha T. You googled that? Yes. Coke rap twenty. I want to see. Uh, yeah, mostly Pusha T. Yeah, I mean, I guess recently Stove God cooks. He's still like he's Griselda adjacent, right? Yeah, is that what he raps about? Or is it that just his? No, he uh, raps about coke. Oh, okay. He's basically Pyrex till it break. Okay, yeah. I mean, no, was I it said great? On that, uh, review we did on Patreon of that one. What was it? Reasonable drought where. You know, he's channeling Volume 2 and Hell Hath No Fury era Pusha T a lot on that tape. Yeah, he's he's, uh, he's selling coke. All right. You know who was a great coke rapper whose career just kind of was, you know, just kind of canceled for a number of reasons? Uh, Troy Ave. Uh, forgive me, but I mean, in my brain, he barely exists as a rapper. He's just like a hates to say have a meme. Jesse, I mean. have Hovain, yes. Rob Markman, and or Kazim worked out some financial arrangement for this? Hovain no longer works with him. I don't know the other two and their involvement in his career. Um, he had a series called Bricks in My Backpack. Uh, yeah, that's right. I You know... I remember he, he may uh, or may Combat not. Let me Jack. look this up. Combat Jack was big on those bricks in my backpack tapes. They That's they had I a falling him. out or something. Um, Troy, I've called him a weirdo or something. 
Let me look this up to see if I have the story right. I think Troy Ave, and I'm not being funny, I think he may have been throwing cocaine into the crowd at South by Southwest. Oh, my God. Come on. All right. Is he still Uh, in jail? He should be free, I think. I think the other guy. I don't think he's in jail. uh, Yeah, I think the other guy might have... Is probably in jail. Probably for life. I don't think they got him a... A trial yet. That's none of my business. News. I don't see him in the news, at least according to Google. Hmm. Troy Ave claims to be the first Brooklyn... Okay, he's an idiot. (laughs) Troy Ave claims to be the first Brooklyn rapper talking drugs. Uh, no. Exactly. Yeah. You know, this is why... He's he's an idiot. He's an idiot for that alone. Well, we ain't reviewing no Troy F, okay? We're reviewing Quips and... He's made some good music. I'm sure he has. Everybody, you know, everybody gets one, you know? But, yeah. I mean, look, I'm a notorious logic unappreciator, and he has a nine for me, so... You know, that's ridiculous. I heard the song. It's, it's a fucking nine, okay? But yeah, we ain't, we ain't doing no logic. We ain't doing no Troy ad. We're going to quips and re up gang. Okay. Uh, certified Coke rappers. Um, yeah, we're back in 2005 with, with these raps. Yeah, so. we're, de- we're definitely back in 2005, but I feel like the tape got the most press that it did in 2006, oddly. Right. I was listening to to Neo, <laughs> you know, fucking Fergie, some shit like that, probably. Yeah. yeah you know, classic metal. I got to kill all my hip-hop credibility before we do something that's revered, you know? Anyway, uh, so, Jesse, is that is that all your background? Yeah, I just played the shit out of this tape and... Uh... Probably while I was waiting for Hell Hath No Fury to drop. And, you know, that was it. And it didn't hurt that there were some Pharrell appearances on here while I was, like, marking out for Pharrell, waiting on In My Mind. All right. Which we'll yeah, talk about. I remember about. those That's In My Mind pushbacks as well. Those were pretty devastating. <laughs> devastating? He kept giving us fake dates. I mean, as a devastating is a strong word. You know, usually a word that's attached to like natural disasters. And it was 2006, bro. Okay, <laughs> nothing mattered more than in my mind. Okay, if you say so. You Real say fucking so. music. I don't know. I've told the story on the show before where I put my list of uh, favorite albums of the year up on OK Player on the forums and someone asked why Pharrell in my mind was on it and I said well I oh, uh, said you had a bad summer yeah I said it was the soundtrack to my summer and I had just gotten my car and my license so it was like the first album who I played was in my this car. person I, I don't know I don't remember all I remember probably was a loser they replied back to me and said LOL, your summer must have sucked. Yeah, probably a loser. 
A lot of people from there are losers. <laughs> they are. Okay. Uh, well, I just got that side is the epitome of you can be whoever you want to be on the internet. Uh, I mean, that's kind of every dude. Site. It was funny. Okay, he owned me. Whoever it was, no, fuck him. It reminds me. Yeah, in two thousand, actually in two thousand six, I think I sent my dad an email. The subject line: uh, ownage. <laughs> Talk about some like basketball game I had where I was like playing really good and like he was on base like doing some it wasn't like a deployment but like you got to go out in the field for like three weeks so he just wasn't at home for three weeks and I was updating him on you know basketball exploits with it's fucking homage it was 2006 people all right I was like 12 I was actually 12 at the time so fuck off. In the words of uh, Logan Roy. But, yeah. Are, are we starting this thing? I'm ready. I've been ready. Spring season four. You got anything, Jesse, icebreaker style, or we're ready to go? Uh, ready to go. At some point, I guess I can tell my Pusha T story, but whatever. Okay. Well, let's let's uh, start this thing. Uh, track one previously on We Got It For Cheap. Six plus. Seven minus. Zing me, baby. Uh, seven plus. Wow. Hmm. That's a bit extreme. He was digging his montage, huh, Jesse? It was my notes say I love volume one, so the callbacks pop me. <laughs> Classic Jesse. Uh, hey, this is We Got It For Cheap, volume two. Uh, if you like volume one, you're definitely going to like this I like volume one a lot, and they were playing some shit that I loved in, you know, in that montage. Fair well, Mel, just like the coin drop on the beginning of Get Rich or Die Trying, you convinced me um, to put this one over, honestly. No, I did that. Did I do that? Okay, I guess I did. Because I, I felt like I, I don't know what I would look like putting this over. Well, you know now. You I like mean, I look reasonable Ryan compared to Jesse, actually. Uh, yeah. How is a seven plus unreasonable? It's a strong seven. Because it's songs from a like it's it's just snippets, it's snippets. of songs. Because like, I get it, Jesse. I get it. Go up to an eight. I usually go up for stuff like this too, Jesse. It's you're. It's fair. It's fair. I don't think it's crazy. I don't usually. That's the thing. I wouldn't necessarily go up for this. If not for the fact that you go back and listen to my background with this mixtape, we would wrap the snippet parts in the beginning. Like, we were locked in, man. Okay? Like, the tape starts for me here. Yeah. So, I'm putting it over. I like it. And I like the previously framing. Like, it's a TV show. That's my favorite part of the whole thing. You know I pop for those little cinematic touches previously, and elements. And we got it for cheap volume one. Yeah. You know, but the snippets they played, all I can really say, and this is kind of a, uh, what's that word? Har- harbinger? Harbinger? Har- harbinger? Harbo. Harbinger. Haribo. <laughs> a Haribo of things to come. Um, Sandman and Ab Liva got bodied in the snippets. Okay. They wouldn't, compared to Malice and Pusha T, it's, it's like, it's, 
You know, I'm gonna talk about it. You know, throughout the night, but oh, brother. Okay, I, listen. I this to... is not main event mail. It's not anything like that. I'm not burying the enhancement talent. I'm not burying the lesser. They're members. not enhancement talent. Well, Sandman is kind of enhancement talent. I'm gonna talk about uh, it. Okay. Oddly enough, I think. I mean, I'll talk about on each song where everybody's on it who I think had the best verse. It's mostly Pusha T and Malice. Yeah, I know. Live, Liva gets one, Sandman gets two. Okay. Um, however, this is what I'll say about them. They're better than so many what you would call enhancement talents. They I are mean, above. They are above average, like crew members. I would agree with that, and based on all the enhancement talent. AKA weed carriers. We're, we're almost out of the mixtape season, so we can go back to calling them weed carriers because <laughs> the spotlight is off of mixtapes. We're trying to be nice, all right, this season. Okay? And keep in mind, Ab Liva comes from a group called Major Figures. So, what? He's coming from like, he, they had already released an album before. Sandman was. Mouth? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> niggas. Okay. Minor Sandman was a like Philly it. rapper who. Never heard before this. He just had mixtapes. He put out one or two after his tenure uh, with the clips, and he might have had one before as well. Well, okay. I mean, can I can I do a segue now? One of my drops. I, sure. sure. Ab Liva with this tape in part. I mean, volume one two. He was pretty good, but with this tape. I considered him at the time the most improved rapper of all time. Go to the uh, the folder I sent you, Mel. There's a drop that says 2000 Ab Liva. He was a laughing stock. Like, he was absolutely like he was a joke. Uh, 2000 Ab Liva. You can play it. Uh, it's from Yeah, That's Us. The only. Yeah, big, that's us. Yeah, that's us. I remember this stupid song. Yeah, the only big uh, major figure song, pretty much. This album is called Figures for Life. Okay, here we go. Smooth dog with your good hair. Mommy wanna holler now. Oh, he lava. Mommy wanna swallow now. And put the condom down. Nah, love. She love me when I'm smooth, but pinky when I'm dumb. She love me in them jewels, player never been a scrub. She love me in that cream thing, soft butter guts. She fiend to put the cream thing. Yeah, that's us. When ruffle up the cream linen powder, she was. The boot to the echo mall powder, she was. Like 10 off the S5, not a she was. Got hotter, she was. Player. Yeah, that's us. You seen us down at St. Martin, player. Yeah, that's us. We got the Knicks at the garden, player. Yeah, that's us. We at the flips with my Spartan, player. Yeah, that's us. I mean, there was, was nothing arresting about that rapping, but I was more so entranced by that fucking Crash Bandicoot loading screen ass music he's rapping over. Right. Okay, without Googling Mel, who else of note was in Major Figures? I told you, I don't know them niggas. <laughs> uh, that's the group. I don't know. Uh, uh, that's the group Gilly came from. Oh, Gilly? The kid? Yeah, that that was his first group. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, talk to him. He'll tell you. Okay, he's making more money doing what we doing than he ever did as a rapper. Okay. Definitely. We found out. Okay, the thing we love, hip hop, it don't pay. All right. Surprise for some people. uh, Yeah, a very small percentage. And Uh, hey, to to your point, Jesse, I think Liva's flow is like dizzying at points on this tape. 
He's got he got way better. He can wrap his ass off. So I, right. I disagree with Mel. I mean, obviously, Pusha T and Malice are better rappers, but I don't think these guys are slouches. I I, I have a take, but you know, I can save it. All right. Well, um, we'll get into it. My only other note about this intro is out the gate, fucking genius. The bad website already revealing themselves to have like two particles for a brain. My jewels is like a fluke to you bitches. I'm the snake charmer. It's fluke. It's fluke. Like context clues. You know, like what's a fluke? That's all I got. Why are you using a bad website for the montage? What's that? I said, why are you using the bad website for the montage? I use it for every track. Yeah, you should use your ears, Mel. That's I do how, use. Okay, do let's settle this misconception now, because this nigga Jesse think <laughs> I just like don't listen to the songs and just like read the songs and then come in here and Before talk about what I internet, read. We had to use our ears. That's all I'm saying. Nigga, I use my ears. It's why I have so many corrections whenever we talk about these albums. Okay, I hear you. You bring up that bad website a lot because it's a resource. And it's okay. the preeminent I, website I for the, this sort of thing, unfortunately. No, I never use it. Okay. Where where do you go? What were you using back in the day? AZLyrics.com? You still on there? No, I use my ears. Okay. We know about you. I only do that if I'm searching for a song and I don't know the title and I only know the lyrics. I'll look at then Jesse I'll type over lyrics here. Mr. I don't never need to look at no lyrics in the world. I got my ears. Okay. <laughs> No, it's either I understand it or I don't, and that's it. Okay. Like, if it's Razzcats or Lupe, I don't care to figure out what they're talking about. Yeah, there we go. Jesse Biases. Already. I said I don't care. That don't mean I dislike it. It means I just, we know I, I don't Jesse. care to look any deeper. He get, If we it's Kendrick, nothing. he's going to give him all the attention in the world. If it's Lupe, another great rapper. You know, If it's Kendrick, if it's Kendrick, who I don't always understand, I'm still not going to look up the lyrics. And this is with whom you want to place your faith, audience? Yes. yes the guy who, place who hears something and he doesn't go and look and try to verify and cross-reference and see if he's if he's correct about what he's hearing. Okay? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, I ain't got nothing else for this intro. All right. Uh, I'm like Dart Adams. I've been listening to hip-hop for 40 years. I can use my ears. I'm sure he uses the bad website, too, to he reference He don't never. He no. Don't make me. Don't make me tweet him right now. Have you ever used Genius? I don't want to bother that man. He has more. He would say fuck. He blocked. He would say fuck Genius. Mules, you think he blocked me? I think he might. He wouldn't block me. He he likes me, right? Genius has no respect on the strength of a guy that used to run it. I mean, look, I, it's the bad web. I don't like the website, but it is a tool. Okay? No. Anyway, enough about them. All right? They don't pay yeah, us. You, you down with my boot. My boot? <laughs> That's the guy who used to run it. Mahmoud. Mahmoud? Mahmoud from Genius, who's not with them anymore. But He's not with them no more, but yeah. He, he, we know he left him. a bad stain on that. He was like the original fuck. He was the original fuck of all fucks. Uh, I don't know him. Best of love to him. 
right. Ain't no best of love to him. <laughs> no, I'm talking about best of love to him. I don't know him. Why would like I a, not? You know, like I'm not. No, the man is like a four easily. I'm not gonna say worst of love to nobody. It's why I don't know anything about. You know, that would be cool. Wasn't he like saying racist shit? Moves. Uh, yeah, I think so. Something like that. Something like you know, something insensitive or stupid or you know, something to get him <laughs> the fuck out of here. Yeah, they got him up out of there, stuff. So. All right, can we move on? Yeah, I've been ready to move on. All right. Track two, re-up intro. Uh, this is a Timbaland. Uh, now beat, we're talking. Right? Yeah, it's, I believe, from yeah. Ludacris. Red Light Chicken District intro. Oh, Red Light District intro, okay. All right, well, now we wrap it. New raps, okay? Flat seven. Flat seven. Look at this, Jesse. You see what's going on tonight? Right, I'm fine with that. I'm WCW in the air with my finger. Stop it. Okay. Stop okay. it. Okay. Nine minus, you fucks. Oh, oh, wow. All right. Where's the drop? Where's the drop? I'm hitting wars with it. Okay. That That's, I mean, like, we, we. I mean, it's not like you hit this from people coming in. We know it's an important tape to you, but you fucking mark. Okay. Nine minus. All right. Jesse. Uh. I have eight minus. Uh, this was going to be the song that I tried to to remake. So I got the first three verses, uh, and you know, Mel, this rapping freestyle. Okay. Uh, yeah, you want some lines, or you want to just talk about the song? Let's hear some lines. And if you want to give us your demo, we'll listen. Okay, so it starts. Mules, Mel, Jesse, G A N G. Moves Mel Jesse from OKP. Mel and Jesse pushing that P. Just repeat that. Then it goes smut. Uh, Old obnoxious. You know, he goes, ew, I go smut. Old obnoxious hand on my crotch, bitch. Always looking at porn, call me a titty watcher. Like, I did a whole... (laughs) I did whole verses. Okay. Uh, Call me a titty watcher. Stepping over the line. Censorship Mel gonna block us. Okay. Uh, from the same place as Cameron, we know Big Johnson fucking pussy like tampons. Uh, oh, not Big Johnson on, anymore. Okay. Yeah, he, his gimmick, his gimmick has changed. What's his new name? Fuck him. Uh, whatever that guy's name. Uh, <laughs> He's the shot. Pussy like tampons. Mools and Mel is a Stockton Malone pick and roll, eating them snacks. Eyes of modern day dinner roll. <laughs> uh, I got whole verses. Okay. Okay. Uh, it picked up. Let's see here. It picked up. Uh, let's talk about them. Little dick redactors like Eva. Fight Triple H like Stone Cold Steve. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was so bad it was good. Nah, okay. <laughs> we fight Triple H. Like, we do. Like Stone Cold Steve. Stone Cold Steve. Uh, <laughs> we big achievers. Mel gave halftime by Nas a flat six. He ain't zebra. Uh, you don't know about that, Mel. I don't. Zebra head. Uh, let's see here. Uh, second verse. I'm in a rage like Stilo. <laughs> I don't know his name though. His whatever his new name is. But I said I'm in a rage like Stilo. Big Johnson jackass like Steve-O. Mel thought Common was the Wisto. <laughs> uh, I got whole verses about rap. Uh, 
Let's see here. Two hosts, not Rory and Mal, came from the cult, not their pals. And they be keeping the house, pussy. <laughs> you know, third okay. member army, huh? I was gonna third member say, army, I... they be repping me proud, pussy, huh? <laughs> Versus better, maybe better than Sandman. On oh, this song. fuck off. I'm speaking Wait. my truth. I was more entertained by Jesse's bars than Sandman's bars. Okay. Third member army, they be repping me proud, pussy. Dunk on Big Johnson like Prince wearing a blouse, pussy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're going to love this next one, Mel. This is Nickelodeon style. Uh, I want justice for blue, but I stick with Rab like Harry calling Alfie's boy glue. Oh, my brother and me? Uh, yeah. Okay. I you like Nickelodeon Jesse over here. Uh, that's a black, that's black excellence moves. All right, that show. My mother, my brother, me, you do it. It's you ain't black. Okay. Classic Let's shit. see here. Third verse. You know what was only uh, one rap. season? I do yeah. know that. Twelve I episodes. Believe. Yeah, I had the DVD. They fuck. It. You got a DVD? I had it. It existed. Okay. They get thinking me. I love that show. Uh, so for the Malice verse, I said, Rab is a mob like Wayne kissing baby. Nick Cannon, the game, your other pods is our babies. Okay. We stepping past the competition like doormats. Y'all ain't even Keenan and Kel, we all at. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you want to bleep this next part, but. I feel like Quest love is snares to. and hi hats. Huh? Oh, oh, it's a I Quest said, love this? Yeah, fuck Quest love is snares and hi hats. <laughs> Anyone, anyone won't be for rab. They get rolled up in the pack. We ain't holler back. We holler. You ain't black. <laughs> uh, we do, <laughs> and you ain't black. And it's a that's right. Let's see here. And it's an old fact. Jesse's tired of the circus. They buried a classic album on the episode with verses. <laughs> that is not true, but that line is hilarious. Okay. The whole rap world watched the maiden take a bow. Mm. The ops got awful pods they could make father proud. Mm. Uh, awful records? Yeah. That's called motherfucking bars, nigga. You know nothing about that. Okay. Melbury Cuban links a hard pill to swallow, but we yeah. love him, even though he thought Dogma was stigmata. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, okay. No, Jesse was kind of crazy. He went kind of crazy. I, went, I couldn't get it on the beat, though. <laughs> Yo, no, hit it. Don DeMarco. Oh, yeah, no, I got to hit it. Yeah, you know, I wish you could have got it on the beat, because this this, this is yeah. actually, these are bars. Like, if you, yeah, look, know. man. Don DeMarco. DeMarco. I'm not going to read the, the next line. It's, okay. I'm not going to read the next line. It's cringe, but I ended. Uh, I'm always down with rap. I'm never going to switch. Jesse is a goat. Big Johnson is a bitch. <laughs> That was it. I maintain better than Sandman's verse. Okay, that's, Overall, that's, that's, I mean, as a as that a was, whole, as a whole, maybe not his version of Sandman's verse. <laughs> okay, but the Fair whole enough. presentation. That's what I'm sure. saying. Yeah, the whole thing. The whole thing. I gotta say, the whole I, presentation. Uh, I tried. Jesse and Reup Intro Connect Nine Minus. Oh wow! Oh, would you look at that? Okay. <laughs> And Jesse, you could have been a rapper in your past life. This or this, this life. in all reality, 
should have been an eight plus for me. Just given all the factors, I, I really dig the beat. I've always dug this boom, 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 This beat is hard. Everybody kills it, but especially Pusha T, in my opinion, his first verse. But why the nine minus? It's actually his ad libs at the end of the song. What? Remember, whole lot of rapping, no deals. Okay, from there, trunk of the back seat like Aspen, looking like a million motherfucking crushed aspirin. <laughs> shit talk. Supreme shit talk. Yeah. I feel you. It's... We, we could just go verse by verse, really, but I mean, just in my humble opinion... Pusha T just sets it off perfect. He does. And then that damn Sandman, you know, he he, he was snoozing on the gas. Oh, okay. Come on. Pusha T. When you come in young, obnoxious, hand on our crotches, talking about, you know, fuck the shit out of your girl, let the city watch us. Okay. Black interior as a modern day. And, and that's important, too, because that's that, you know, that's that, you know, uneducated to eyes. You know, we, 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 we grew since then. You know, but 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 what black interior eyes a modern day Sambo so niggerish the flows frivolous ticklish pink like white girl glitterous nigga what what I was actually gonna try to work in a dinner roll there oh <laughs> I got you my line yeah. said we do the biggest pods Tyler dissing blogs my calls ticklish pink like then dinner roll was gonna say white girl kiss white dogs. girl <laughs> there yeah. you go okay. I couldn't get it um, on beat though. Yeah, P- P- Pusha T did his job, but and how he ends his verse at I challenge you, the cocaine balance, sir. We hit you from afar. Mm. I'm silent, sir. Mm. Back when this man said, ne- rapped. Go ahead. Okay. I said neither you nor your pods are caliber. We challenge you. We beaters and gamblers got thirty seasons on our calendar. Beaters and gamblers. You sound like some are fucking you, you loser. <laughs> Uh anyway. I mean, yeah, it's accurate, but yeah. Again, so what's your problem with Sandman? Our calendar? The problem with Sandman is... I know what is, you're thinking. Mules, he, pay, he, he co-opted you. He hugged you, and you can never speak objectively. <laughs> okay, you got a hug from Sandman once. I'm not even... No, I don't think you're biased in that way. I think you just... You love the tape, so there's just going to be a different level of appreciation from you here tonight. But... Sandman, if you hear what Pusha T does, it gets it's so pedestrian. He's it's got so- his own style. That's the thing. Dig it. I'm in a rage like Cujo. Y'all want to wrestle, play sumo. Work your bitch ass on my uno. You know. You know, he's he's smoothing it out a little bit. A little less brash, a little more player. Right, but of sacrificing all of, like, the wit and, and, and like, bite. Like, want to wrestle, play sumo? Like... You know, like it's it's not it's it just doesn't have the same level of detail and care as clips. That's gonna be the story for me tonight about about Ablive and Sandman. Okay. It's just it's just how I feel. Okay. Um That's my problem. That's my problem with it. Um Abliva was better. He was definitely better. Um I like the Coach Carter reference. Young and you can learn. 
Live a Coach, Live a Carter, Coach Carter. I like when the beat drops out for that line too, you know? Yeah. You know. That's another thing with this tape. You know, whether it was Clinton Sparks who was doing this or the engineer or whatever, like there are different moments throughout the tape where the beats get dropped out or a sound gets added in that really can enhance certain lines for me. Yeah. I mean, you got to do that on mixtapes, though, because a lot of these beats are going to be familiar. So, you know, yeah, throw some flame in there, drop it out, accent a line, you know, bring it back. I had heard the Red Light District by Ludacris by the time this mixtape came out. But I don't remember this intro too well. So when I heard this tape, this was almost like a new beat to me. Because this wasn't one of the songs from the Red Light District that I guess I had put on my iPod at the time or something like that. (laughs) So this was a beat I didn't immediately recognize when it was um, on the tape. And I just thought, damn, this beat is fucking hard. I didn't know it was a Timbaland beat, any of that. Malice gives Pusha a run for his money. It's just that Pusha, to me, just sets it off properly and has higher highs in his verse. But I love that opener from him. The saying, nothing but candy from a baby. I sell that shit. Got him stuck since the 80s. Malice, you know, his name is so appropriate. <laughs> like, just for the record. Compared to, Pusha T is the brash one. Malice, there's like a little more venom in his line, like darkness, like and wisdom, though you know, because he he is older. Yeah, you know, and that would become clear as they progress throughout their career. Yes. He's like you'll hear it on this tape. Like he's he's slightly he's like always in a slightly more advanced headspace. But yeah, I mean. You know I love that good rap talk. You know, like you know, it's a known fact. Y'all tired of the circus? Come home where you smell the crack in the verses. Whole rap world, watch the clips, watch the take, clips a take a we bow. Left it in we your left hands, you ain't make, make father proud. Okay, none of y'all can copy hard act to file. We was cursed with the spirit of verses, stigmata. Like that's rap. Okay, that's rap. You know, um, yeah, and going to have live a. I like the sitting on blaze like Christy Yamaguchi. I would have popped more in 2006 when, like, I wouldn't have known that rappers knew who Christy Yamaguchi was. Like, you know, same way uh, in 2007 when I heard Wayne say, I break a bitch down like Tanya Harden. I was like, oh, my God. What? Rappers? As each year goes by, the novelty of that kind of stuff wears thinner and thinner. Exactly. You know. Um, no, Tanya Harder was national news. No, I know, but like I never heard a rapper talk about something like that. And it's it's still it wasn't national news when he said the line. It was national news years and years earlier. Right. I probably right. saw some like documentary on freaking VH1 or something about it uh, when I first heard. It. Keep it, a reminder, folks. I didn't discover rap mixtapes until 2007. So. Forgive me. Well, before the Christy Yamaguchi line, just the way Ab, Ab Liva raps on the, the whole tape and just really from this point forward in his career, um, very, I said, surgical. Like the way these bars, they're the hardest ones to remember for me because they get so 
granular, 30 paces from work of 30 grand, two shirts, Caesar, something scribbled in wool, stitched three-quarter blazer, sharp like a single edge, razor of them gem stars, breaking that beige up. Now I'm an arm left of the best. We conquest the rest of the rap game. It's so like, uh, 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 little jabs. There was an adjective you used in, in, the, in like in track one to describe the flow. I wish I could remember it. It was um, like a machine gun to an extent. Well, no, it wasn't that. But like, yeah, I mean, you say granular like a machine gun. I say like he's trying to get his shit in too much when I feel like he should pull back mm. and ride the beat more. Okay. Like, cause he's clearly flowing, but I'm listening. I'm like, the beat might not call for that right now. Like, I think, relax. I think he's the Raekwon of the group, oddly enough, like in that way, like where it's almost code talk to your ears. Yeah. Right. Like you got to play it. Cause like, right. The content isn't hard to grasp, but it's being delivered in such a way. It's like, you got to run it two or three times. Somewhat rapid fire. Yeah. And not rapid fire like Migos rapid fire. No. Just like technical rapping. Like the flows are doing a lot of, you know, bendy, elastic, limber things, you know. But it might not always be in synchronicity with the beat. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, not really my style, but it works in certain cases. Um what do you say? I'm magic with the pen, Jordan in the booth. All that. I'm like, all right, you're not all that. You're fine, okay? <laughs> you're fine. But yeah, it you're, all came you're together. A, you're an above average, you know, enhancement talent, essentially. Yeah, you know, and I feel like if Sandman and Abliva were keeping up with Push and Malice, it'd be a 7 plus for me, or maybe an 8 minus. You know, but all together, flat 7. That's how I'm feeling. Do you, you think they it. keep up on any songs? Yes, they do. They do. Okay. It's not the whole tape that they're lagging. You but know? you feel like enough moments to justify that statement for yourself? Yes. Got it. Yeah. So, okay. uh, anything else? Moving on? No, I mean, I, re- I love this one. Okay. Well, uh, track three, What's Up? Featuring Pharrell. Uh, it's another Timberland beat, apparently. Um, yeah, this is put you on game from the documentary. Yeah, I, I'm just stopped. You right. never heard the documentary? The game? No. Hell no. Uh, it's a, uh, why do you say hell no? Because we know about what it. Was wrong with him in before I knew about him, I was still only listening to him because 50 Cent co-signed him. You know, like he popped up on the radio. I hear 50. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a chance. <sighs> Brother, there's a good material on the, on the documentary. Jesse, sometimes, I mean, I love you, but sometimes you entertain some questionable uh, characters. <laughs> I'm not entertaining him as a character. There's good material on that album. Uh, is he still posting dick prints? I never guy? thought that album was all that. You know, the stuff Dre and 50 did on it was obviously great because... 50 wrote it, Dre produced it, but those game you, songs, those were no. Do you plan to review it in the near future? In the near future? No. Or in is it future, on the docket yes. at all? It's on the docket. Yeah, it's on. It's in a uh, future so, season. Okay, I'm not going to ask for a, a live rating, but there, yeah, there, there's at least one song that's really good to me. I always preferred his, up until we found out, I always preferred his post-documentary albums, like LAX, 
um, Doctor's Advocate, oh, Jesus God, Peace. Hipster moves right there. Documentary is not that good, bro. He was a better rapper on all those other albums I named. Game was not a good rapper at that time, and Fifty oh, no. had to do too much work for him. Hold and he was on. not appreciative of that work. Hold on, let me let me let me get to the bottom uh, of this the right G now. Unit soldier popping out. Uh, yeah, that's what Jesse, it is. Jesse, are you Unimals. G or not? Oh shit. Um, hip hop. I don't know. Oh, that's that's a funny answer. You know, that's basically yeah. like being in late nineties WCW, and someone's like, "Are you NWO?" And you're just like, "I'm WCW." <laughs> now, I know you don't. I know you don't care about uh, Buck Wild. You you ain't rap, but. Uh, Dr. Dre, Just Blaze, High Tech, Timbaland, Havoc, Kanye West. There was that album was very well produced. Okay, just because you have names that people recognize as good producers doesn't mean it was well produced. Exactly. We know about you, Mo. And plus, the rapper has to rap on them beats too. And you know, was he rapping good? And the raps need to be good. Never heard the album. But, yeah. I'll stand. I, on I that. take it, Mo. Game, Mel, I take you heard how we do after that album. How we do is a classic. It's a Fifty Cent song. Next, <laughs> not Matt Mel. You've heard it, of course. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, that's a great song. Yeah, but Fifty wrote it. We, we got the reference the, uh, tracks. Oh, he did. Uh. Yeah, we got the reference tracks. He wrote game shit too. It's a good song. I don't. It's on the game album. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, uh, Mel, you, you talked about your insane dreams over the Kanye beat. <laughs> the song sucks. All right, look. Uh, dreams. We don't have time for that right now. Dreams. 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 Okay, oh, dreams. Dream. Yeah, okay. Talking about I woke up from that coma 2001, same time Around Dre same dropped time. 2001. Yeah, Around right. the same time. Around the same time. Two years earlier, you idiot. Were you going to come over <laughs> for two years? Some people have been waiting for Flex Bombs for 30... There you go. Some people have been waiting for Flex Bombs for 31 years. The 30... Yeah, all 31 that he'd been dropping. He's been dropping bombs for 31 years now. There you go. All right. Uh, this track three, what's up? It's a seven minus. Oh, what's up? Look Hold at on, this. let me see my rating. Mel seven minus. No, no, stop. It's just the seven minus. I I like it. Okay. Ain't no male seven minus. All right, that's a myth. Pharrell Williams. What about him? He raps on this. Okay. <laughs> what am I, Tyler the Creator? You're going to start jacking off about uh, it, you know? Point. According to Jesse, you are. So, oh, you know what? Huh? According yeah, to Jesse. You said, you said Mel is upset. He hates Tylo. He buried him because he wants to be him. Oh, uh, possibly. You said that on the show. Hmm. Uh, that was your conspiracy for why Mel didn't give uh, Wolf a proper evaluation. Or maybe it was Call Me If You Get Lost. First uh, listen. Fuck Wolf. Uh, yeah, that shouldn't have been zero. Do, do we do we, do we we have ratings from y'all? I have a rating, a, a respectable rating, called eight. Ding me, baby. Eight plus. I'm doing pretty good in the game tonight. Wow. You like it the best out of the three of us. That's the usual, Did that BBC ice cream elevate it for you, Jesse? No, but my line does say something about I like uh, Pharrell's offbeat mispronouncing words flow. 
That was a trademark of his. Um, Around that time. But I just caught a line today from this song, and I was like, holy shit. What's that? Uh, Pusha T. We only respect Jay Prince for rapping a lot. Jay yeah. Prince rap a lot. You just, but then you just caught that? Okay, what's yeah. the double meaning? Since you, you guys are so, so damn rap. smart. You ain't rap. You're so smart, Mel. Explain it. Ex- ex- explain the double entendre. Okay, so explain the double entendre. It's right there. Okay. Jay Prince started here's rap what, a lot. Here's what I just caught today. He's talking about Jay-Z. He said, we only respect... He's like saying Jay-Z's Prince. Like his his whatever he writes or whatever. Then he what? goes on to dish Jay-Z in the next line. Your reign on the top, never quote him, I ain't know him. Your dick eating niggas probably wish you died for him. He was going at Jay. So he was saying Jay, like Jay Prince, like Jay-Z's Prince. It was a, it was a double entendre. What do you mean Jay-Z's Prince? P-R-I-N-T-S. Yeah. Uh... We only respect Jay's Prince, Jay Prince for rapping a no, lot. No, that is the You're reach. For a guy who doesn't go on genius, you really doing some genius shit right You're now. You're genius in it up right His now. His next line was quoting Jay-Z. His very next line was quoting Jay-Z. Well, Your that's Jay-Z quoting. Never quote him, I ain't know him. That I know, is... but he was he was dissing Jay-Z in that whole yeah. thing where he's saying we only respect Jay Prince. I promise you, it was a double entendre. Then it was a bad one because what Jay's Prince are not like that doesn't make a lot of sense I'm gonna actually go to the bad website that Jesse never visits and I'm gonna see if there's any cause there's verified commentary by Pusha T on this exact line okay he says nothing about oh he he annotated it yeah that's what I'm saying what did he, he talks about Jay Prince and rap a lot but nothing about Jay Z but I, I would expect that, okay? You know, he's he he annotated, but he ducked. He started talking about Jay Prince instead of Jay Z. Don't say it if you ain't trying to elaborate, okay? He's not talking. He about was Jay-Z. firing shots. I, I think it. after that line, there's like some Jay like digs at Jay for quoting Big and stuff like that. You know, but, he's quoting Biggie. I thought your reign on the top was short like leprechauns. You ran right, on the top, right, never Jay quoted him, I ain't know him. Bar. It's, it's, it's hip-hop inception. Yeah, who is not rap tonight? <laughs> but, <laughs> you didn't but, know that was a Jay-Z you. He's this not you. talking about Jay-Z because Jay knew Biggie. They did songs together. No, but Push said he never quote him, I ain't know him. But then he says, you ain't kissed his mama. Dickie maybe probably wish you died for him. Yeah. He was going at Jay-Z in that whole part right there. I think you guys are mis- I think you guys are misunderstanding it. I mean, I came in here ready to ask who was he talking about. I figured Jay Z. That was my thought. He's not talking he was, about anybody. He was definitely talking about Jay Z. That you know, the whole animosity of oh, the industry won't recognize me, won't put out my album, but you're the number one guy, and I think I'm better than you. That's was what, it that's not? What no, here's the thing: was it not about Wayne, who he disses later on in the tape at a di- at a different song? Wayne never quoted Biggie. Or you guys would know better than me if he did. Wayne wasn't infamous for quoting You're reading too deeply into it. If you ain't kissed his mama, how the fuck you ride for him? He's just talking about, like, basically, he could be talking about anyone in that sense because he's talking about all the people who are biting Biggie and Pac. He's talking about Jay-Z specifically. Jay-Z got a lot of flack for that. 
what is Jay-Z's issue with Pusha T and vice versa? I've never known him. It was rap competition. I'm not saying they had an issue. It was just rap competition. Like, I feel I'm better than you. Although I thought it was Jay related, these would be very, like, aggressive, venomous bars for a guy he had no prior beef with. I think he's just talking about a lot of rappers who are pretending to be Biggie, basically. It was mixtape shit from a guy who couldn't put out an album. He's saying, you ain't Big, you ain't Pac. Who's trying to be Pac? Jay's also trying to be Pac? Why no, did you why even mention Pac? He he quoted the line that Jay Z quoted of Biggie's. We said you rain on the top. Never quote him. I ain't know him. That's reading way too deeply into it. A line of Biggie's that Jay quoted because it no, it's I, I it, there's no reason for him to be going at Jay. In fact, I think I'm a better rapper than you, and I can't put out an album. But he's not, on De- he's not on Def Jam. It's not like Joe Budden dissing J- uh, Jay-Z. It's a totally different he's situation. the industry won't recognize me. Pusha T, call it- in. 718-635-0743. Who the fuck were you talking about? Was it just rappers in general? About, I think he's talking about rappers in general. Basically, if you ain't kissed his mama, how the fuck you ride for him? You dick-eating redacteds probably wish you died for him. And I admired his work, but I ain't never cried for him. That's uh, that's ascribing a lot to one one of many guys. Could be talking about any. I mean, literally. Do you know how many guys at the time, especially, you know, thought they were big, thought they were Pac? Those are definitely Jay Z shots, but it's fine. I think How it, come he never took shots at Jay-Z again after this? I don't know. He took shots at Wayne after this. Yeah, they had to like, do that. Yeah, because Wayne was going back at him. You Fuck Pusha T and everybody that know him. I don't see no clips. While, while we're doing reaches and all, I'm going to do something to make, Nobody's Jesse, reaching. make Jesse mad specifically. <laughs> uh, I don't get mad. Uh, <laughs> Enough with that narrative. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so this line from Sandman. You know what that reminded me of, Jesse? No. Press replay, necrophilia. Kids love the music, pedophilia. The same like pattern. Same voice, I don't get same mad at that. No, you tore me though. a new one on the hotline for playing Hamilton songs. That reminded me of Sugar Free songs during the Street Gospel review. Oh, they they have no yeah, <laughs> right? Okay, they, there's no parallel from Charles Hamilton to put to Sugar Tea or Sugar Free. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just there's a Sugar Tea actually. Oh, there is. There there's is a, a Sugar Tea. Yeah, see, you ain't rap. Is that how it's spelled, Sugar Tea? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a woman. Yes. She looked like a uh, old girl from Family Matters. Oh, What's her name? The white skinned chick. She's an old school rapper. She can get some new school dick. Okay. Fifty years old. That's man, look, that ain't what's wrong with that? She looks like who? Well. I told you, the old girl from Family Matters. I told you that. All right. Which one? The the what's it you gonna make me cook this shit up? The aunt? I think so. Um let me see, aunt. Rachel? Aunt Rachel. Yeah, Rachel's place. Yes. Aunt Rachel. This is yeah. a sick Negro. 
<laughs> what? She does. Let's move on. Alright. Oh no, we in track three. Um She was old yeah. as fuck when we were young. Jesse um, is is fucking stretch armstrong on this one. <laughs> <laughs> looking looking for things that aren't there. Okay. Man. Real Reup gang fans knew what was going on. Okay. <laughs> okay. They were handing right. me bottles of water and they never mentioned anything about riding against the rock, okay? You know. Hey. What that? What my uh, baby daddy say? Okay, we'll we'll say you know we talk music for hours. He never mentioned you, Jesse. Okay, just call me your baby daddy. No, not you, Drake. Drake is his baby daddy. Jesus Christ! I'm not saying you're unworthy of being. He says this repeatedly, Mo. I don't know. Think you'd be a great father, but like, no, I know he's called Drake his baby daddy before, and it never sits well with me when he says it. But you know, I thought he was saying. To, to you about me something about you know when he talks to me I never I never mentioned it but <laughs> yeah. you know uh, party no, on I, I, mean, I think we need a segue party. to comedy style no we already no we don't we need to talk about the lyrics okay what do you mean segue to comedy style that interpretation of those lyrics was about as much comedy style as I can handle right now <laughs> no um speaking of lyrics uh, that's one I, of the best lines on the song by the way the the verse is flames, like that's part of the reason I think he has the best verse on this song too. Uh, on this song, best verse. Uh, from the way he opens it up, SL be the coop, and the way the yes. beats going dropping in and out, SL be the coop, roof off the drop, neck out the top. Look at me, Jack in the box. It might be one A one B with Pharrell for me. With Pharrell, wow, yeah, yeah, with Pharrell, we'll, we'll get to Pharrell, but Pharrell kind of stole the show for me. Um, but Pusha T, yeah, if not the best tie with Pharrell, um, as far as the other guys, and I, by the other guys, I don't mean Malice or uh, Von P and the other guys. This, this like Ab Liva man comes in sitting on Blaze like shit. You were just on Blaze once, one song ago. Like, He's always sitting on blades. Yeah, but at, stagger it. You can't be on blades the same song, the next song, you know, it's just, yeah. And then he's just, you know, just get it, grab it, cook it, move it, sell it, like, whatever. All right. I get okay. it, I grab it, I cook it, I move it, I sell it. I see it, I cop it, I drop it, I chrome it, I shell it, I unveil it. Listen, he's going in. You just don't like him nah, for nah, some fuck, reason. Fuck you're him in the verbs, now. okay? Doing all this stuff and ain't doing nothing. Okay, that was that was my problem. He's adding his own flavor to it. Not everybody's gonna. Uh, what do you want? Pusha T pantomime for all the shit? Nah, I want him to take re up game hard to take. <laughs> <laughs> it just leaves clips. And for real, okay, that would have been. Whoo! If that it was, was Rap Ferrer on here, you love it. Well, Rap Ferrer is a great rapper. Exactly. I don't think he's ever he ain't better than no Ab Lava. He ain't better than no yes, Ab Yes, he fucking is. Absolutely not. Yes, he is. And he's not better than yeah. Sandman either. Yes, he is. Okay, but that's that's for another maybe, day. Maybe I'm making blues albums. Brother. Oh, his name is Crow Billiken, I think. That's his blues name. Fuck off. <laughs> what? He can't have Fuck a blues off. name? <laughs> Fuck off. Okay. All right. Crow, I Jesse, you your, thoughts, your thoughts on Crow Billiken? 
I ain't heard no songs from that nigga, <laughs> but I know his name. Yeah, that shit is a four off the rip. Oh, come on. What is Crow Billigan? <laughs> Not Billigan, Billigan. We ain't talking about <laughs> Crow Billigan. We talking about uh, Quips and Reops gang. Uh, yeah. Quips and Reops gang. I, okay. I said Reops. Yes, yeah. you did. The disrespect <laughs> is off the charts right now. <laughs> we got to keep it together, all right? It's fucking, how many tracks? Well, the man don't even know the name of the school he went to. Okay, we no. Okay, we talked about that earlier on this very Clips review. Clips gang, Peoria okay. Order Dame. Yeah, because I'm black, just like you, and we have license. A A V E. We can do what we want, and they pay us for. Actually, no, they don't pay us for our flavor. They 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 rape and pillage us. Okay, I'm just keeping this. No going. other black person in the history of black people has ever said Order Dame. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Okay. That's, That's a male staple. Call That's in. That's a male classic. Uh, 718-635-0743. Are you black? Do you say no, noter or not, notra? No, notra? No, norder. Like two I don't know norder. how to say this shit either. <laughs> it's Notre Dame. Dame. I always okay. said the hunchback of Notre, Notre Dame. That's fine. You it's N-O-T-R-E. It's only one R in there. You or don't the hunchback R. of Notre Dame. Yeah. I never said no hunchback of Notre Dame. What's this Notre? That's what I'm worried about it's it. Norder. Norder. Like Norbit. But uh, the There's one R Norbit. in Norbit. Or Tur. Tur. Norder. Fuck that. So you would say Norbit? <laughs> okay. Back to the stop. You go, no. See, here's the thing. Exactly. No, I, we, we know about you, Jesse. If we let you get Norbert. going, I'm going to be sitting here and the sun going to be coming up. And we're going to be on like track 12, okay? Stop. Yeah, and we'll walk right up to the sun hand in hand. <laughs> Eight minus one. Eight minus. I like that. So not as good as this? No. Cook <laughs> this nigga. Maybe with a Laurel Hill verse. <laughs> mm. Oh, he stood on it. Okay. Okay. Yes, he stood on it. All right. He said, Nas, you ain't women. And you ain't women. Okay. Yeah, send all the prisoners to Africa. That that's the solution. <laughs> Open every cell in Africa. Open every cell in Attica. Send them to Africa. Yeah. Classic Queens idiot. Love moves. <laughs> okay, I don't know nothing about Queens to be, but that was funny. Okay. Yeah. You you and Nas Mel, y'all will say Notre Dame. <laughs> leave him, all right, leave him out of this, okay, and leave me alone. How about that? Uneducated a, Kendrick, uneducated. He's Nas. a very successful investor. Okay, how's your Tesla? Very stock successful, doing, Jesse. Huh? How's your Tesla? How's which stock? stock? Your Tesla stock. I ain't got no stock. <laughs> I sold all of that. I was broke. Oh God! Listen, all right. Um, how's your fucking territory doing? <laughs> How are you oh, feeling no. about this chorus, Mel? San, the oh, big it's man, whatever. Sandman, it's so whatever. This it's... same shit, but vicious. They're saying vicious spittage yeah, on, on the bad that. website. I always thought they were saying vicious physics. Uh, I mean, either one of those would be lackluster to me, but you don't like that. What's up? What's up? What's up? Re nope. up. Nope. What's up? What's up? What's up? Re up, re up. What, 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 what's up? Re up, R E U P. Re up, re up. No, it it, it me stay, rolling. It, Glock that I'm holding. Pop you. Whoa. <laughs> oh, man. 
<laughs> I'll say this. Sandman is slightly better than Ab Live on here. Um, it's just they don't have the same level of like the, the imagery, the inventiveness that like push it. I don't know, man. When Sandman says cold hearted, I could freeze velour. No, that's, that's good. That's no good. More. I highlighted that bar. You know, that was a good bar. Make you breathe no more. Take heart like Reaper's kiss. But this is heat. I'm gonna greet you with. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, that was good. Stop the movement. I'm a mood swing react though. If you blink wrong, I'm a clap you. You. You say react though. Quality squad. Standing ovation. Standing ovation. No hesitation. Show me, idiot. I'll show you demonstration. You know, it's. It, it, it's a little more Cody, I guess, than the punchier, more direct Malice and Pusha T versus. Yeah, because if you put it up with uh, is it with the whip, follow the brick, I am Oz. Oh, yes, the wizardry. Fire, fires of pot chemistry. The coat calls straight to their souls like a ministry. That's that shit. Oh, when okay. he says like it or not, we kick in the door, we pick in the lock and still toss the big in the pot. <laughs> and you hear the like it's just hitting the water that boom, that just that water sound <laughs> sound design cop the soul bay straight from Jorge jack of all trades even mastered the gourmet yeah yeah that's that that's that's, that's that shit <laughs> that's, that, that's real rap real rap raw okay they're just the other guys he just did not quite measure it up they're they're a step above meat and potatoes, but they're not they not this, okay. Um there are levels to this shit, to use a phrase that's run into the ground. But um, as crew members, given the fact that we've heard some of the worst of the worst, they hold their own. That's what I truly believe. Okay. Well, I'll say this, and I don't know if you're gonna agree or not, but Pharrell's better than both of them, so on this one? Period. As a rapper, to me. Period? I, I mean, listen. I love Pharrell as a rapper. But a lot of it comes from just, like, being so in on the whole thing. I don't know how good of a rapper he is. He had that, you know, we played in the beginning of the season. His verse on the Shauna remix of Getting Some Head. Like, he can rap his ass off do the whole, like, technical double-time style rapping and everything like that. But I won't say that this is the song where I would point out, like, what's wrong with his rapping at points. But, you know, it's funny because Pharrell is doing a Biggie tribute at the top of his verse. He was? Oh, this is Biggie? This is Biggie's fault? Because I was going to say, you can no. start at the, the top, because that's not a good line. This is Biggie's fault. Is, did Biggie spit that first? <sighs> this lyrical no. molesting is no, taking place? No, for us, first. No. Can somebody clarify? Okay, your job as the elder statesman are to educate the youth. You're just going to have me out did here looking at Did Biggie ignorant? spit this first, or did Pharrell spit it first? Think about that for a second. I mean, you're implying that this is a big tribute. So, what, what was the song? What did what did what did be? What did, Who shot your mouth? Well, see, I don't be shooting people. So, how the fuck am I supposed to know? It's All a right? hip hop staple. We, we, we know we what did the a song review is. of it already. 
I don't remember. That was season. What was that? Season five? That, that was half my life ago on this show. What project what did was you that give on? who shot you? What did I give it? No, hold on. All right, we rewet a gate and who shot? We solved this case already. Season five, okay. The big uh, ready to die. You ain't rap. You ain't grammar. <laughs> uh, who shot? You and Nas wait, are not grammar, man. I don't see no who shot you on this. I'm looking at the yeah, track I don't know list. what album that was on. Was that on, on the show soundtrack? Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was on the show soundtrack. Right. Yeah, it was. Good call, Jesse. Yeah. Um, that's that the was like I'm the live for. version, right? No, that's me and my bitch. Oh wait, just say the d- d- bad call. We ain't never oh, reviewed no album shot you on here. Oh, maybe it's on like the re-release version of Ready to Die, and that's what I'm thinking of. Oh. Anyway, it's a classic. It's, you should know it. It's an infamous song, Mo. Uh, I don't know. We, you we telling yourself that album, okay? And I don't remember that. You ain't rapping. You ain't Nas ain't grammar. Anyway, again, genius ain't rap because up top they said fucking with this here P, it ain't safe. Sincere it's so P. audibly sincere P. Like, come on, it's not buried in the mix or anything. It's right there. But Drop this whole sequence with the new paper plates. Ostrich creams and the new Gator Bapes. Oh, that's cool. Uh, fashion talk. We know about him. Man. Oh, that's cool. I'm really getting erect when he gets on that niggas be acting brand new like an open and fucking headache. Don't make him. Don't make me make get, him the get the steel, steel motor in. in. Heart of a marksman. It's cold like Minnesota wind, and he's broke, so he therefore wants to spend like Oprah's they, land. That's okay? they. They misquoted the line. At least I think they did. Uh, what do you think he's at? They didn't say fucking. He didn't say fucking headache. Don't get them to steal Motrin. No, that's why I corrected. Don't make them get to steal Motrin. Is what he said. No. What I thought he was saying. Don't make me get the steel Motrin, as in a gun. Ah, uh, okay. To to end their like headache, basically. I see. That makes sense. Um. Yeah, gonna be hard. You gonna play Chocha then? Okay. Oh, oh, this! I love separate this. your suit from your soul like a moccasin. He he does. It's artistic liberties when he says instead of a cross, you know, it's going to be more than just to blow across the chin. Instead of across the chin, around with moccasin. And, oh yeah. man, this your soul float up. You look down like really, really. Because <laughs> I'm so short, so icy like that penguin, chilly willy. Yeah, yeah. So glittery, but he ain't know my position. See, hit him with the clip and went. Bruh. With a fifty piece, that's see, I'm a nice guy. I would have rewrote history. Yeah, that's the good shit. That's what I'm here for, you know. Yeah you this know? this may be his best verse on the tape for me, Pharrell. Uh, I'm gonna strongly disagree, but it's a it's wow. a good verse. He has a verse on this tape where I can point out some of the things that to me make him not an elite rapper. Okay. I never say he was an elite rapper, but he's more entertaining than most. There's some clunkiness to his delivery at points. Absolutely. Which is weird because I've heard him like flow like water as well on certain songs. So this may be his peak for me on the tape. Um, Might not be the highest rated song with him on it, but 
Yeah. Um, you're a good verse. All right. Well, uh, Jesse? Uh, let's see here. My notes just say uh, that I caught the J Prince thing today, and I love Pharrell's offbeat mispronouncing words. You didn't uh, catch it. Well, no, you like that? Um, you like that spend like overspin line? Yeah, it was fine. I like. Oh, it. Okay. What about you? Could host a TV like Oprah Winfrey? You could host a TV. You could host a TV like Oprah Winfrey. TB. What are you talking about, Moles? Huh? TB tuberculosis. No, you can host a TV like Oprah Winfrey. You can host a, You can host oh, a television. I think Moles is making fun of you. No, you can host a television like Oprah Winfrey. Who said that? Nas. Well, <laughs> I'm not uneducated, Nas. Okay. All I'm saying is whatever you thought you heard, it never happened. Okay, so no, no, how many? How many? How many? I'm not questioning you. I'm not saying you're dumb at all. But how many syllables are in the word Nas? One. The man said, "I go by N now." Just one syllable. Just one syllable. You you've <laughs> gone by one syllable your whole life. <laughs> Uneducated Nas. Okay, man. Leave him alone. He's like a dust. The man thinks like, no. The man thinks consonants are, are syllables. Uh, I go geez. by N now. Okay. Are, are we moving on? Or are we going to yeah. uh, attack rappers uh, for growing up in uneducated. a bad public school system? Hey, man. <laughs> All right. How many high school diplomas Nas has? <laughs> All right, man. Are, are we? Are we? Are we moving on? I got nothing, Jesse. Sure, we can move on. Okay. Track four, run this shit. Uh, this is over. Is this Tony Yayo? So seductive. Yes. Yep. So seductive. This is the birth uh, of the Yayo dance. Uh, hey, shout out to that dance. Shout out to John Cena, and shout out to this record, Flat Seven. Eight plus, sting me, baby. Uh, eight plus as well. I'm killing the game tonight. Moles and Jesse connect. Only also, we had so a, uh, a royal, royal watch, watch on the intro, earlier, on the yeah. re-up intro. Yeah, yeah, I caught that, but I then I forgot. <laughs> but yeah, well, if we yeah, get this one, we had two sevens. How was that a watch? No, the intro on the intro. Oh, the intro. I thought you meant previous intro. Yeah. You did Got eight. It. I did nine. Mel did seven. Got it. Um. I'll give uh, Ab Live this. He he made me laugh at the start with the whole Sherman Hemsley stroll line. Um, he he opens it up like immediately. So grown on him, G four flowing on him. Sherman Hensley, George when I stroll, George, on, when I stroll on him. On a track scream like Ray Mo on him. On when him. I'm back like the crow on him. You know he's yeah. kind of leaning into that on him, on him, on him, yeah. on him. He says the best writer since Hove on him. And you I, think that Pusha was man, dissing Jay-Z. Day, roll on him. That To all of that, I just wrote, I don't like when rappers lie. <laughs> okay. I know that the name of the game is, you know, being braggadocious and, and confident, but you're not the best mm-hmm. writer since Hove on him. Okay. Hove don't Rules write. might know. Mel, you know who Ty Mac is? Tiny Mac? Ty Mac. 
No, I know Time X. Uh, moves you know? No, I don't actually. Oh, the last dragon. Time X out the globe on him. Glow, G L O W. Oh, last dragon. Oh, that was the actor's name. The show Uh, enough. Yeah, Time X was the main actor's name. Bruce Leroy, I guess that's his real name. Is Time X. All right, well, T A I M A K. Just one right, word. and the whole thing was the glow, right? In that movie, or am I thinking of something else? Yeah, no, that that's yeah. the movie. Time back got the glow on him. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Show Enough. So uh, uh, listen on this one. Pusher came so fucking close for me with his verse because it has some of the most classic lines from him on the tape. But Malice got this one to me overall. Uh. It might be a tie. Could be a tie, but they both they both handle business. I mean, yeah, I, I would agree to some of the best. Like, the 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 impact of nigga fuck Zamba. I sell nose candy. Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Yes. Was was like minus yeah. the top hat. Take the top off of that. See my face. Love my race. I'm young, gifted, and black. Rubber band money. Rex full of crap. Surrounded so by the re-up. Re-up. What's fucking What's with, fucking that? with that? that? Be speaking a language. Bang this. Platinum in the streets, redact his love that I'm dope dealer famous. Okay. Yeah. But the no, way he comes in Zombo? too. I'm sorry. That that just the beat drops out as soon as Liva says, um now that's Nirvana, Dave Grohl on him, the man, the making the music, the king, whatever, crown the heir to the throne on him. Then there's just a brief pause. Neighborhood P redacted, don't get it fucked up. 36 so still do the front tuck. Front tuck. How could you ever think the rap had me fucked Had me up? pumped up when that powder white coming by the dump truck. <laughs> oh, man. Did you know and the what Zamba was without looking it up? What was that? Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off, Mo. Go ahead. He's asking you if you knew what Zamba was. Yeah. I told you without I just think I'm stupid. I don't think yes. you're stupid. I'm asking you if you know. Of course. I mean, Zamba's <laughs> more obscure than Who Shot You. Is it? Very much. Yes. What is Zamba? I mean, it's a record label. Okay. It's a subsidiary, I guess. Okay. I grew up, like, seeing it around. Like, it wasn't a big record label. Would I hear you? Okay. Well, I mean, it was Jive was Zamba. Koch, but, like, I knew about that. Okay. Yeah, it was basically Jive. Okay. Yeah, I would. It'd be on the back. Like, there's a lot of R and B artists signed to to Zamba. I think so. That's probably why I knew. Like, yeah, I would see that joint billing a lot. But yeah, I don't think uh, you're stupid, Mel. No, this okay. this was back when like Pusha T to me was one of the greatest rappers in the world, and he'd earn those lines for the yuck. Now it feels very much like pastiche of this era at best and really a shell of his former self at worst. I know people have memed him and said it sounds like he's rapping while holding a flashlight up to his face at a campfire telling ghost stories. I just think that like it's too self it's it's too it's like he's got the character down to a level now where everything feels way too rehearsed. The hunger is gone, but people still really like the pusher pusher solo stuff. I don't, I just don't respond to it the same way I did to this stuff. 
it's almost dry first listen out now and uh Daytona oh, I thought you were, replay coming. I thought you were saying like it's almost dry like compared to this era. Oh oh that would have been a bar. <laughs> no, I didn't know. But yeah. Uh more on that later though, because there's gonna be a direct corollary between then and now, but yeah, this one, I mean as hard as Pusha went on this song, I really feel like Malice in that S4 bucket, attitude, fuck it, arm out the window so you could see it clustered, retract the sunroof and let the sun touch it, bump in confession, she got a thing for Usher. It's awesome opening album. line. Oh, what a rush with six on the... Listen, that oh, what a rush... Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't a, a Legion of Doom reference. Oh, Got the engine screaming, but all you hear is hush. And then everything drops out for a second. Mm-hmm. That was another one of those things I was telling you with like the DJ dropping stuff out at key times to put emphasis on certain bars. Yeah. Awesome. You know, and the way he says, like, oh, so appalling, the way... I'm a, uh, the way y'all maraud and through the industry with the silly ass jargon. Mm-hmm. You know? Talk to them niggas. <laughs> you know? My squadron move brick like Mason. We are hip hop's lost civilization, civilization on the cover of Dri- Vibe. We like the new death row and black turtlenecks in that gold figure row. I was going to ask with that because the stupid ass website said gold finger row. And I heard, I heard Gold Figaro. So that's always what I've heard. Yeah, it's I've heard like Gold Figaro as well. Diamonds, gold, some shit like that. Some fucking jewelry. Figaro, right? Yeah. Oh, that's that's, like that's that. a classic man, right? Because he's talking about V twelve, and then he's talking about the car V twelve or better. Me and little brother push crack <laughs> whips on them horses and tell the bitches mush. Yeah. Shout out to motion people in the face. That's always great. Um, Sandman cracks me up on his verse. Once again, it is Sandman. That, and that hey, background hey, hey. ad lib. Hey, hey, hey. Fat hey, dad, dad. Show my, my fat ass. ass. What does that mean? Sandbags. Like it's from Baghdad. It's a fat album reference, bro. Fat dad? He's just rapping words. He's got kids. No, no, we can't let that slide. What what does that fat dad got, show him a fat ass? No, that's showing not what my he's fat saying. ass. He's showing my fat ass. Get off the bad website. Well, no, that's what I heard. Fat dad. Show no, him. No, he says fat dad, show him my fat ass. He doesn't say show him a fat ass. Then who fat is dad. fat dad though, still? Him. He's it's fat just, and he's a dad. He's just rapping. I guess. I mean, that's not even the part of the... I will give him credit for the second little... I think he'd be hiding behind flows. And every now and then, he'll actually say some shit. Like, you can you can have that part, the, the intro or whatever. Okay, I'm here for this whole tire car sequence. That was some hard shit. That was bars. Okay. Rabbit fire, let out your hot air, flat your tire. Flat your tire, and like you, you don't get, get no, no spare. No spare. Only thing Only in the thing trunk be you. Fireball is a car. I'm 16th floor, fucking your broad. Come on. 
that's what I need. Okay. Yeah, you can keep you can keep the fat. This dad. verse was good. You weren't fucking with the verse. Nah, I was fucking with that part. <laughs> I was definitely fucking with that part. I mean, all in all, they they got the flat seven. So I mean, you know. Rappers, you can't complain if it's a takeaway. All right, that's my official decree. Don't be don't be a mark arguing over points. All right, oh, I think I deserved eight. Okay, no, we liked it. All right, so just accept that we like it. Here, trying to fucking lobby for for extra points. Fuck out of here. Okay, when is a rapper ever lobbied for extra points? I'm talking for the future. Okay, and, and when they try, I'm gonna show him my fat ass. Okay. Listen, because it will be fat by then. You can't disrespect people and then expect them to not come back at you. If you, I'm spend not disrespecting the whole, them. I'm telling them if don't you be spend marks. The whole review disrespecting Sandman and Ab Livo. I just they're gonna, a gunshot for them. I like them. They don't care about no rados. They're gonna come after you. Well, that's why they need to stop being uneducated and think with their mind. I'm pointing at my at my temple, and, and you miss okay. that whole. Archival audio we we played up top. Sandman says he makes up words all the time, like puppy. He was talking about a puppy oh, in that audio. Okay. Well, Mel, they, they need to use their common sense. <laughs> Where is it? That's why you know Zamba. J.J. Kelly not guilty. Sense. Yep, J.J. Kelly not guilty. Oh, damn, Zamba. The, the R. Kelly fan is logged on. No damn R. Kelly fan, okay? That's how you know Zamba. No, I know. I'm you said because of you. R&B albums. Oh, my God. You didn't say rap. Yeah. You said R&B, right? That don't mean automatically freaking uh, R. Kelly, okay? We know. Yeah, no, we do know about you, okay? Hey. I, I know Zamba from A Tribe Called Quest. Wait, where's my fucking drop? Now I ain't finna break now. Finger nail going oops upside your head. Okay, I said what the fuck I said. Now, uh, you got anything else to say about this track four? I said uh, with the on flow, Ab Liva was immediately the most improved rapper of all time. Funny enough, I think the Anum flow made Ab Liva the least favorite of my verses on here. Mm. Um, but I still like it. It's just a bit Anum, 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 Anum. All right, we get it, Anum. He yeah, came that, in hard, though. He came in hard. I'll give him that. That flow reminds me of someone. I'll mention it later. But yeah. Play the Hamilton drop. No, it's not Hamilton. It's not Hamilton. Uh, yeah, but is that everything for me, Jesse? We can move on. All right. Well, let's keep it rolling because we got a track five roll with the winners. Uh, apparently it's the might Scott Storch. We'll get that MJF. This no, was because I have some this, insider information. I don't think that makes you a mark. This was a T.I. and Little Kim song from Urban Legend. Yes. Okay. And I, I just like the Ludacris song. This never made my cut of Urban Legend on the iPod. So right, 
when I heard this beat, I was like, well, it's new to me. All right. Well, uh, seven minus. Son of a bitch. Hey, man. I like it. You know? Ten. Oh! A ten, folks. He gave it a ten. Good good rating. I I thought I was going to overstate this by nine plus. Moles and Jesse Connect, basically. Wow, good rating. Wow, I thought it was going to be ridiculed, honestly. Uh, It's my favorite uh, song on the album. Me too, obviously. Uh. It's a 10. So I'll just say to start off, this to go back to that point in the background info when I was talking about the show at the Knitting Factory. They were doing this song when they noticed that I was just completely blacked out rapping. Like... The Exorcist girl, basically. No, brother. And oh, okay, I get you. Like you, I, I, that was a bar, you know, Reagan, Reagan era crack. Okay, I feel you. You know, yeah. so it's, it's levels to this for sure. What did I even miss? Deeper, Reagan. Even that's the girl's name in The Exorcist. Even though, uh, uh, you know, I was calling Jesse out for being a stretch Armstrong earlier with that Jay Z reach. Listen, <laughs> I I just want to say this. I have this sentimental attachment to the song because this is where they were like, oh, shit, look, he's going crazy. And I felt a connection with them in that moment. However, the song means more to me than just that one night, obviously. It's just a great memory I have associated with it. The song kind of was like the anthem for me and the homies, you know? Roll with the winners. Like... There was something weird about this beat, too, to me. It sounded like some jock jam shit, almost. But it wasn't. And it was a very motivational record for me and my friends. This was like... This is like the me and my friends record, basically. When we're... When we're rolling deep. So... I mean, I can't relate. Because I was... You know, I roll with some losers. They'll tell you. But that there's no shame in that. I mean, we talked about when, when those tens come around, it's because there's that added element of some personal connection and experience with the record. Yeah, this so, is like this is the record for like me me and the boys, you know? You and the homies. It's the record also where, you know, Senpai noticed you basically. Yeah, so, Senpai noticed me. And by the way, when Pusha T performs live, like his eyes bulge out of his fucking head when he raps <laughs> and it's insane. <laughs> And, like, I was trying to meet that level of intensity, I think. <laughs> and that's why, like, because I've rapped along to people during their shows before and never got that much attention for it, you know? Right. But it's not every day someone comes and performs a bunch of mixtape shit either, like, True. primarily, and brings out the guys on the mixtape. So they're doing their verses, and I'm sure they were touched that, I was learning these verses that we know Mel wouldn't be rapping along to if he was in the room with us that night. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. But, because I, you know. I love the beat, first of all. This, like, thing that's going on in the beat is like, that's going on, and then that, and then that, boom. Scott Storch kind of snapped on this. Like, 
it's not the first thing that comes to mind when I think Scott Storch, but I really like this. It's got some uh, like movement to it. It's got a pulse to it. To me, this is like the first like almost jiggy adjacent song on here. Like it's about bars, but it's also about feeling good and is not as dark as the other records. It's not as gritty. It's not as much of a bleak life. (laughs) I'm having fun every time I hear this record. And I got to say on this one, Malice has my favorite verse. Once again. So, so far, Pusha had the first two favorite verses. Malice has got the last two. I love Ab Live's verse on here for the record. Like, this is my favorite twisty, flowy sort of rapping from him on the tape, I think. Mm-hmm. It is my favorite verse on the album. Who, Liva? You got yep. no choice to notice me. Everything I drop are challenges. That's all the- Listen, oh, my, my fault. Um, which one is, you got to love the gall on a 20 on the arm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's my favorite verse on the album. It's close to being album? mine. Her tape. On the whole album. But. Like, I have no I, reason to not give this a 10, but I just went nine plus. All right. So Pusha T sets it off with like a very good verse. Some like poignant bars and also some flossy bars. Roll with the winners, the souls of the sinners, which okay. ring with shame the most are dilemmas. Most dilemma. My uncle before me put the diesel, in the, diesel blenders. in the blender. Then crack came. I seen the coldness of winters, mountains of snow, made fiends fiends tremor. You know, the shimmer, the vents got the blender. Club bonus lovers calls yellow bottle grippers, flipper, no whale scale tipper from a line of X Kim pins that turn sniffers. sniffers. You know, just great opening verse. Sandman probably has my least favorite verse on the song, but I love the microphone fiend when they bring back that Arabian rock. That's also I have lava. What's oh that's Liva? My fault. Yeah. I keep mixing them up on here. No um I wonder but why. Malice is shut up now. I'm just saying and they they weak. They weak. On here? They're, no, they're not. You're no, no, not here. on this song. Yeah. I'm talking about the tape at large. I mean it's they're not they're the no same one's guys weak on this. Some, most times. No yeah. one's weak on this one to me. No, everyone not on this holds, one. No. This is actually Ab Liva's best verse so far on the tape. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know what's yeah. funny? He didn't have my favorite verse on the song, and there is another song later on where he has my favorite verse on the song. Mm-hmm. But he he just came he came so close. This is the better verse overall. Like it's just that the levels here are higher to me. The stakes are higher on this one to me. Look, you know me, Mel. George Romero's Dawn of the Dead. 1978, one of my favorite films. I don't know if Mal was just talking about the remake, the Zack Snyder. I don't care. I'm, when I'm did the remake come out? What was that like? Oh four. Okay. It could have been yeah. that. But I want to think that Malice is old school and he's talking about the original. <laughs> you know? Before you even mention Feds of how I had the block like, like, the, like, dawn like the dawn of the dawn dead. Seems the monk feeds the honor of honor dead. Is dead. Yeah. The shit was hard. I chose to, I mean, that's, my brain went to the original. So, in reality, yeah, he was probably talking about the remake. It was fresher in his mind. But I'm with you. I'm thinking about the original. So, yeah. 
it's it's just really you know what the issue is everybody did what they had to do including ab live and sam man i'm just not the biggest fan of the beat it's fine okay it's fine but like i mean yeah. it's weird because like i don't i don't remember even responding to the beat when i heard the ti album i didn't even put it on my ipod it was like right. a total skip for me but what they did to it made me love this beat got it i love this beat I love the raps. I love everything about this. It means a lot to me. It's something that is a time capsule in a way to me. Really takes me back. I think everybody's clicking on here. And the and the level of competition on this one is pretty strong. Like, everybody's trying to have the best verse. And I know that's kind of the intent across the tape. But it feels apparent here. So, mm. I'm... I'm Sitting and standing on this tent <laughs> at the same time. Yep, I'm standing on it and I'll sit on it too. Oh. It's a tent. All right. Well, I'm not. Man. It's not meaning it's not going to be like that fucking atmosphere song where I came back a week later and was like I was tripping. Right. This is I a tried and true ten. That was only the. I, I've tripped twice. I tripped about Punjabi MC Beware the Boys featuring Jay-Z. I gave that a 10, and I'm like, nah, that's too, like, I'm overdoing it. I don't, because I don't know what Punjabi MC is saying. (laughs) I like it. It sounds really good to me. Like, I've been fucking with that shit for, like, 20 years now, but I can't in good conscience give something a 10 that I don't understand. And then furthermore... Uh, the second time was the atmosphere one. Right. So this is, no, I'm standing, I'm sitting, I'm, I'm fucking laying on it as well. I'm also laying on it. I can't do nothing but respect and love it. When, when a person claims a 10, it makes me happy because that's, it's not often. It's, it's not every day. I mean, you can go through the records and scroll through all the different documents that we've done. You don't see a 10, for me or you, we're really not um, we're not really in the habit of giving this out. No, because they don't come around. Not everything is a 10. Really ain't. Let alone and I, like, on this show, a 9. You know? On this show, we're 10 seasons in, and I don't think I've had 10 10s. No, me either. I don't think I've had 5. I've had 5 at this point, I would say. Not 10, though. We're somewhere in that range at the moment. Yeah, I don't think I've had. I've given out some nines. Like, there's probably significantly more nines. But 10 is just. Nothing else on this tape reaches this height for me. It's a 10. To me. All right. Well. I mean, yeah, you, you highlighted all all the uh, lines I went up for. The only thing I'll say is Sandman. I don't know why he did this, because if he would have said it the right way, it would have rhymed. But he was like, bullets busting out the narrow barrel, hitting uh, hitting you hard. Your fate don't need no tarot. But he didn't say tarot. He said tarot. Yeah, yeah like your fate carrot. don't need no tarot. Cards yeah, like, to be read, I read. Yeah. You know, it just, it, I was like, I don't know why. Why did you ruin the rhyme? But that might be how he thought it was pronounced. But, but that's what's more confusing, because he was rhyming it with barrel. 
So like I would think he would know the the correct way to say it to make the rhyme complete, but eh, I don't know. I do love how he ends it though. Sandman's closing bars are perfect to me. <laughs> what he say? I highlight it in my notes. <laughs> On the uh, roll with the winners. Yeah. Was well, it Burgundy Death Soup? I think you Death Proof. Yeah. Or he, yeah. Well, that was. Um, Something like "fuck you," brought your new brick boots with a, for a burgundy wetsuit for thinking you death proof, pussy. You know, oh no, Redactus is mad. Redactus is fake. Redactus needs to be in the lake, the bottom of it. And yes. then that whole thing about new brick boots and a burgundy wetsuit for thinking you death proof—it's a killer closer. Um, just possible. Also, a good say grindhouse film, but. Yeah. Look, you got to see the the original presentation with the trailers in the middle. You got to both films. You well, can't watch not, the two separately. I mean, well, that, on, on home video, originally the two movies came out separate, and they didn't yeah. release a um a, like the theatrical cut until I think two thousand nine or two thousand ten. I'm pretty sure my college roommate showed me the theatrical cut. Yeah, I mean, he was it, a would, it would have just been guy. both films with the trailer in the middle, or the yeah. multiple fake trailers. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I saw. So, but yeah, roll with well, the. What's crazy is Death Proof, the movie, wouldn't have been out at this time because that was no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Yeah. Wow, Sandman came up with it. The phrase? Maybe. You never know. We know that... Uh, well, wasn't that like a joint... It was like Tarantino and someone else? What was the deal with Death Proof? Robert like, Rodriguez? Robert Rodriguez, but Rodriguez did Planet Terror and Quentin did Death Proof. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. Right. And, you know, Death Proof was the second movie in the double feature. You got to see Planet Terror first. Right. Well, uh, Jesse, you got anything? Yeah, I I loved Urban Legend, but I did not remember that song. Uh, So in classic Jesse style, I was somewhere I should not have been uh, around some strippos. And that uh, that T.I. and Little Kim Get Your Shit Together song came on, and I was like, oh, shit, this is the Rib Gang song. That's what I knew it from. I must have skipped that song whenever I listened to Urban Legend, which I played a lot. Isn't that crazy, anyway, though? Like, we both did that. We both heard this song with T.I. and Little Kim, thought nothing of it, skipped right. it, never came back to it. And meanwhile, this is our favorite song on this tape. All right. Jesse and Moles Connect. I uh, have two wacky scenarios. Uh, one, this is the Rab Relay Race, and you know we're, we're all passing the baton off to each other. Nice, and, uh, yeah. So you know you, you just kind of take off super fast with you know you got a lot of gall on them. Um, and then second wacky scenario, uh, Mules is leading us through the haunted house, and then uh, you got a lot of gall on them is the jump scare. <laughs> That's like when shit starts getting crazy. Uh, and then, you know, we all get out safe at the end, uh, when Sandman kind of slows it down. But yeah, that Ab Lava verse is 
very crazy. Like I was popping. Like he did like a lot of hip hop shit. Uh, microphone fleeing with the R on him. I'm bad. James Todd on him. Yeah, I was I was yeah. popping like that whole. It's my easily my favorite verse of his. Yeah, period. I caught all that too. For the record, I am rap. I I didn't say you weren't rap. The Rock him, the the Janello cool. Jesse, you missing the houses? You you feeling like going through another haunt already? No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> You're good. I mean, two hundred. You might have to listen. If we end up going to Universal Halloween Horror Nights for Haunted House Rankings Part Two when we get Mel out here, that Mules and Mel meeting greet might be even more expensive. No shit, I gotta start saving up then. (laughs) So do I. So do I. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. Roll with the winners. Roll with Rab. Okay, that's currently who the winners are. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, everybody over there winning. I'm over here talking about. Damn, I'm broke. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, I I can relate. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, comedy I, style yeah. segue, Mel. I mean, well, what's going on? Uh, go to the folder. What did what did uh, DJ Vlad say to push a T? It's just in the folder. <laughs> okay, let me see. What did DJ Vlad? Say to push a T. Okay, here we go. When does crack... Now, so the cocaine's happening. When does that crack come into play for you? (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Uh, Eight minus. Eight minus. I like it a lot. He's a cop. We know about Vlad. Wasn't it like actually confirmed or something that like he was? No, not confirmed. It's still not confirmed. Okay, I don't know. he's an informant. Like the, all right, he's not an informant. The the feds watch his shit. He yeah, he asks questions that people want the answers to. Well, he's an indirect informant. He should stop asking questions like that. People should stop answering. How about that? Well, that too. But that's victim yeah. blaming. <laughs> They're not victims not, of anything. He's an interviewer. Uh, okay, I went for it. He's an interviewer. That's all he is. Points, but. Uh, no, he, yeah, he's not the feds. Score, you're going to score the opposite kind of points and end up on the fucking Signal app. I ain't going to. But no, Signal's fine. Is, is Signal like... I have Signal. Wait, is Signal like bad? Is that like a... Do I... I just, right I just think signal? that's... I think that's just where they plan their attacks. Deadass? On Signal? Yeah, because it's not... Um, monitor or some shit yeah. like that. I mean, I've been on Signal for like two... I, th- I think it's a great platform. I like their interface. Oh, shit. What oh. you talking about that nobody can see? Nothing. Hey, it, 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 this is uh, this is Ting's fault, okay? She got me on here. I, 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 I didn't join on my own, you know, shit. Throwing right. a woman under the bus. Oh, okay. We're moving Fucking on. Fucking right. typical. I got, I, right, caught, I got caught in Am that. Am I right, ladies? That. Huh? <laughs> Am I right, girls? Uh, Am I right, gals? <coughs> oh, that was the seven for you, Mel? What was the seven? Uh, roll with the winners. Uh, yeah, seven minus. Okay, I'm, I'm betting 70% tonight. Oh, good for you. Seven out of uh, ten so far. Are we moving on? No one has any excuse to do poorly. I've dick rode this tape for ten seasons. <laughs> Eleven if you count season zero. That would have been a safe uh, time to do the uh, Maldo method of, of straight sevens. Not for me. Or maybe straight yeah, sevens? I was about to say maybe not because. Are you kidding me? You'd yeah. you'd do terribly if you chose just straight sevens for me. 
to account for the the marking, it might have to be like straight. You, you'd eights. put up Jesse, Maldo, and Cam numbers during the slime season game. Okay, oh, that's if you just did sevens for me on this. All right. Well, yeah. Whoever won, y'all get to roll with the winners. All right. Roll. Yeah. Listen. Whenever you play the rap rankings game and you win, you you roll with yourself. That's right. Is that, that going to be a new euphemism for masturbation for Mel? I don't know. No. <laughs> roll with yourself. All right. So I, I just my brain drifted very quick. In high school, I was in the car with my friend Justin, who lived in the neighborhood, and he was dating this girl at the time. And like, he we went to like Walmart or something together, and I was like in the back seat, and like I was playing one of my songs, and I was being like a fucking, you know, incel ass nigga on the beat, and talking about like, you know, I'm a still beat meat friendless. And, like, he thought it was hilarious, and the girl was like, please get me out of this fucking car. Like, <laughs> this I nigga. can see it. Yeah, you know. Talking about beating off. Anyway, you want to move on? We yeah. should. That, okay. was, that roll with the winners review was perfect till this dude started talking about beating off. I, I told you I roll with losers. Okay. Anyway, not Justin and his girl, but me. I brought that loser energy to uh, his car. That you had on the G-Unit review, which (laughs) I'm not seeing too much of tonight. I could have called out more loser-ish behavior, but, you know, I'm in a good mood. We're doing one of my favorite, if not my favorite, tapes of all time. So, Well, we can can move on to uh, track six. Uh, I see. I was doing I see. Okay. Uh-huh. Mic uh-huh. check. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Joel Santana. Uh, flat seven. Eight minus. Ding me, baby. Flat eight. Now this is the record I was referring to, where I think Push is dissing Wayne. It's pretty obvious, actually. Oh, he, uh, yeah. 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 <sighs> Pharmaceuticals brought me charm like the jeweler's jewels. Squares of ice shed light light like the Rubik's Cube. cube. I get get it mixed up, up. red with the blues. Now she mixed up, admiring the hues. Okay, Rainbow Mel went crazy for that, okay? I'm the multicolor Four years later, redacted's admiring the shoes. Bape, you're late. We call you Tokyo buffoons. Your stylists admire us. Look at how you groom. This says groove. I think it's groom. groom. It's groom. It's definitely groom. Keep yeah. running to Soho, them exclusives in my room. Groom, room. Yeah. Redacted is biters. This is the most, this is the Wayne, like the real Wayne diss, other than just the yeah. bape you're late. Redacted is biters. We let you slide with your writings. We knew that cocaine talk was not like you, but who goes as far as trying to dress like him? One sequin glove could never make you Michael. Damn. I'm walk over Redacted's and make Redacted spiteful. Or no, he says over tracks to make Redacted spiteful. But never hear a word because then Redacted's no. You know, so he gets these subliminals off on Wayne. This is before he started saying his name. But clearly, the seed is planted. He's bothered by the fact that Wayne is wearing Bape on the cover of Vibe magazine. It's right. a famous cover at this point. And... 
you go and listen a few years later, or maybe just later this year, Bossy by Khalees. She's saying, I'm the one who told Young Stunna he should switch to bait. Mm. Mr. Me Too was about Wayne, right? Yes. Okay. You know, I hate, I, I don't like hearing Wayne get dissed. I hate Wayne disses, but I have to objectively say it is a perfect verse alert. Like, to me, it this was like, it hurt. Like, it hurt. But it was executed masterfully. So this is before the Wayne disses started losing some teeth, I would say. Right. And ironically, the the more he started actually just saying his name or alluding heavier to certain things, the less I enjoyed them. Because it's no like at that point it's like, all right, like this is an issue, I guess like a legitimate issue and not just like rapper talk, basically. Would you say by the time we reached like ghoulish, it was, well, that was in reference to, if I recall correctly, no, no. Uh, the intro to volume three where Pusha says, don't make me turn daddy's little girl to orphan. That would mean I have to kill baby like abortion. And once you start talking like that, you're escalating things. Yeah. It goes beyond jealousy or just competitiveness. And it got into a place. I didn't like Exodus because it's like, why are we talking about business? Well, that That's what I'm saying. By that point, it had gotten to a place where it was cooked product. We shouldn't have been talking about this anymore. And also, I didn't like how he was rapping on there. Like, it's funny because he's doing the ha 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 ha. He's doing the big flow on there. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. Like, this, though, was, at the time, I wasn't even thinking about Wayne. I was just thinking about the fact that everybody was wearing vape at this time. Yeah. I mean, I was telling you about this show. The people in the room were wearing vape. Mm. Yeah. I was wearing street clothes. I mean, you were being yourself. You weren't following the crowd. I might have had on the board flips, like I was saying, the Reebok ice cream board flips. <laughs> well, you know, that's still being yourself because Pharrell's about individuality. Like yeah, that. but I didn't I didn't have the bread for, like, bait hoodies. Those were, like, $700 hoodies. I mean, you know the shoot was a Bapesta or whatever? Bapesta. Bapesta. Them fake joints had us in a fucking chokehold in 07. Because well, some Soulja of the fakes are real. Shits. Some of the fakes are real. They are? Yeah, from what I, I heard, fucking bully. like 70% of fake bape is actually real bape, that they, they flood the market of fakes, so there's not an influx of fake shit over real shit, but I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, Just what I, I want. I wanted them shoes with the fucking star on it so bad. Oh my god, I want to see Because Soldier Boy, right? Yeah, that, yeah, I got me some bathing apes. apes. I got yeah. me some bathing apes. I had, like, just pictures of like an assortment of babes that I wanted saved to my PSP that I would just look at. Like, yeah, that was a good time. But uh not for Wayne. <laughs> okay. His verse is great, but it, it's it's vicious. Um I my fake vape era was 2012, 2011, 2012. So 
a little late, <laughs> maybe. No, because uh, I was I was getting the fake bait for like stupid prices. Okay, got it. What the hell is that? I don't know. Somebody getting torrent style. Oh, Torrents. Okay. What fire bay? That's where I live. No, T O R A N C. Oh, Torrents. That's where I got my cat from. Yeah, I adopted him from Torrents. Then just horns everywhere. Yeah. Typical I saved, I saved him from that shit in reality. What do you call an actor turn rapper that goes on tour? Torrance. I don't know. Torrance Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Three plus. <laughs> no, that's not right. That's not right. It's a five. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Torrance Howard. <laughs> I feel nothing about that. It's, <laughs> it's lazy. It's uninspired. It doesn't. It's not bad. Bad. It's just you know. And in some ways, I could even say maybe it's the best he could do given the time frame. <laughs> yeah, from you know Torrance being introduced into the discussion, exception of the joke is a five plus even. One day joke rankings with Mules and Bell. Yeah. Once the last one drops. No, oh, that, that makes sense. Makes sense. But uh, speaking of uh, you know things, things uh, making sense. Um, wait, that, don't, that ain't no transition. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it, that, that got nothing to do with making. You, you said like, perfect verse alert for Pusha. He doesn't have my favorite verse on this song. Who does that go to? Three in a row, baby. Three Pete Malice. Oh damn! Okay. I also really like Sandman's verse on here. Mr. Let me see. I do like his uh, Dear Lord, please take the whackness, whackness out of rapping. Give them something to practice. Don't let them see act. I thought That's it was good. a more straightforward verse from him than we've heard on a lot of the tape. Yeah, it was straightforward. Like, Although, I, would fi- I find it more digestible to the common ear than some of his other verses on here where he's like maybe a little too immersed in his own slang and everything like that actually i mean you said the common ear but to the melvin ear i was definitely not digesting uh distribute the phlegm i'm like i don't don't talk about phlegm okay i have a hard enough time dealing with like spit as a verb in in rap like also it says i block a blocka with gin j-i-n the rapper but i think it's i block a blocka your chin yeah that makes much more sense gin is, is asian not Jamaican <laughs> friends, you know. I have none. Just family. You see us, them cannons. They seize up them. Rio, gang members. Gang members. Jesse's saying gang members might have to become a new drop. <laughs> Why? That's how he said it. <laughs> it was just the funny delivery. That's um, how he said it. Yeah. uh he was cool. Malice popped me with his uh, re- uh, return of the Sith line. Dude, I love how um, he opens. I'm so literary with it. You could tell how I write. The boy's such an author. I should smoke a pipe. pipe. Rocking the ascot. The coupe with the glass drop. 17 rim inch rims making the ass drop. <laughs> then, then you get that. I was in the spot from the first to the fifth with a mean comeback like the return of the Turn Sith. Of the Sith. <laughs> 
ASMR. A mean comeback. I mean, hey, someone liked it, right? <laughs> Wait, hold on. So there's A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, then Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. What, isn't it Revenge of the Sith? It is. Oh, shit. Well, it, the line still makes sense because they, they, they did The movie return. wasn't out yet either. Oh, no, it had yeah. come out already. It came out in the May-ish of 05. Wait, yeah, no, so it, it couldn't have been, been May because I saw it I saw in June? California. June 05? It was... That... School was still, like, partially in session, at least, even if it was, like, finals. Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Revenge I think it was late May. I, I'm going to put money on late May. Late May. Late yeah, May 05. Right. May 19th. Yeah, there you go. Oh, maybe I saw it. We had just moved to California, maybe. Okay. They want to move to California. To, hey, leave, leave my man alone. That made you make a lot of noise. Nine plus. Okay. You want to hang with DC Fly? Nine plus. <laughs> Nine plus. <laughs> Enjoyment factor. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, if we t- riot on that album is a ten to me. It's it's on the docket, so. folks. It's not the first Beano project we're gonna do, but it's on the docket. Is it? Yeah. It's not a rap album. Well, let's put that It'll all make sense soon enough. Censor that. What, since or what? Jesse spoiling future themes. I said that season. I didn't say anything other than that season. Uh, It's pretty obvious what that season would be. It it could be all Donald. (laughs) All Gambino tapes. Kawhi. It's for that season. Yeah, let's say it's all Bino, right? (laughs) It's the this is for redacted season? Yeah. Uh... (laughs) I'm a fan of California. The state and the song. Nine plus. Well, why don't you run for mayor of California then and actually fix this place? Mayor of California. I'm good. Anyway. I don't want to be no uh, mayor. Right, yeah, I have a prediction. Once you see what I'm doing in Peorio, all of a sudden you're going to get the itch. You're going to get the bug. Let me, and uh, I don't think I can be mayor of a whole state. What do you mean? You can be mayors of cities. I have to okay, be governor. Be the something. mayor of L.A. Fuck it. Yeah, mayor of California. Uh, I'm the mayor of California. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say when I become the mayor of California. Uh, I'm going to put this soundbite in because sometimes edits need to be made, and then the timestamps get thrown off. Uh, for me to make the edit, so right. you don't need to edit nothing. I said that season. That'll be my uh, soundboard file. Cue. Ain't nothing to edit, Mel. <laughs> There's something to edit. We gotta edit. I said that season. It's the Beano season. season. You said too much. That season. <laughs> that's a good. That girl. That yeah, girl. <laughs> Overrated. Good but oh, overrated. Fuck off. That girl? Pharrell fuck fans off. treat Pharrell yeah, fans know? treat that song like it's a ten. Cause it's a ten. That's a good, uh, good song. Oh, you it's the best song on in my mind. That's a, that's uh a, not to me. Listen, listen, Jesse. 
I mean, that's just the beat. It's just the instrumental. Yeah, right? yeah, play. I'll just sit here. We do this in our sleep, Redactus. That girl. Hey, man. It's Snoop Dogg. It's your, it's your uncle Snoop Dogg. You know? I like girls. Why don't you spit it to him one time, nephew? Tell him about that girl. Okay. That girl. There's something about this girl. From around my way. Okay. Okay, but but you just didn't say. But when I finally found the words to say, I wanna run away. Strictly run away. You can try to run and hide, it won't make a difference. Don't really lie to yourself that it isn't come to competition you're in love with a girl okay we need a cd that when i met her the lavish life from all the dose fun before the double laws had a hitchhike thumb what you didn't like like us so the rest of the coochie and the feelings got cuffed when sex kind of got caught up uh i remember once uh Shit on the peons. We go to Vegas and watch Celine Dion make him say what we on. Hey, you, okay. hey, you gotta be careful. You know I love Celine Dion. <laughs> we need bull sings the hits. Okay, that's the okay, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put something out there or just in the chat style about my, you know, about my past. Uh, feel free to enjoy it because the mix is fucking amazing. Uh, d- despite whatever, whatever. What uh, but yeah. I'm putting a link in the chat to to a mix that has uh, that song on it. That girl, yeah. Uh, Overrated, you know, cur- huh, Jesse? Curated by me and someone I used to be with. Feel free to play it though. It's an oh, amazing man. fucking mix. Wow. Is this you in the? <laughs> yeah. Feel free to play it. It's an amazing mix. <laughs> wow, I'll, I'll bookmark this for later. I need yeah. an HQ picture of this so we can put it on, you know, covers and stuff. Why? Because cause we don't got no pictures of Jesse we'll, in the we'll, stands. We'll crop you know? out the the other the left hand side. Yeah. Uh, uh, whatever. We'll get her up out of here style and just have a. Uh... Uh, we don't have to go. Yeah, censor that, Mel. All the times that you. <laughs> That's less egregious than fucking that season. <laughs> no, you didn't say that season. You said anyway. I said it's for that season, huh? That's all I said. Oh, I'll, I'll censor it if you want me to. No, I don't care. We don't care. All right. Well, yeah. The person yeah. that did that mix, though. Oh, see, see, this is <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Oh my God. Okay, where's... it's just all they're gonna hear are beeps. Okay, yeah, they're not I'm... gonna know what's going on. We we curated the mix. He did the, you know, he did the, the mix special. Thing. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I voted for him in a McDonald's DJ competition. Hey, best of love. He said, "Please vote for me." I said, "Okay." Yeah, and he got in the next round. He said, "Please vote." I said, "Okay." Best he got in the next round. He said, "Please vote." I said, "All right." And he best got in the love finals. To everyone. And he said, "Please vote." And I said, yeah. "Okay." He, and he now, was one of. 
he d- he did this that I can't talk about because it's in the chat style. And I said, Mel hit the whoopee drop. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, uh, I gotta, I gotta load it. Uh, okay, here you go. Okay. We we can move on. I'm speaking of um, speaking of the Wayne and Clips beef. Uh, Wayne had the last laugh. Mel, are you familiar with the Road to Lacasca drops mixtape? Uh, not exactly. No. To me, that maybe it's just coincidence style, but my conspiracy style is they had Lauren London on his tape dissing Wayne, and then like a year later he gets her pregnant. Is that who he had a kid with? Yes. One of one of the women he had to get with. Yeah. Damn, I must have forgot that. And Clips had her on a mixtape dissing Wayne. And then like a year later she got pregnant by him. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Wayne. Yeah, he had the last laugh on that one. I mean he had the last laugh because in reality. Clips broke up. Re-Up Gang broke up. They didn't okay. break up. Just malice changed. Well, yeah, I should I should uh, clarify. Clips uh, went their separate ways. Unofficially disbanded. Yes. Re-Up Gang broke up because Sandman was not pleased with the handling of that Koch Re-Up Gang Presents album or whatever. Clips Presents Re-Up Gang. Um, there was a falling out there. And Wayne has stayed solid, you know? Like, you don't hear about Wayne beefing with his artists, basically. Like, yeah, there's the thing in the Birdman, but, like, even that's been smoothed over to some extent at this point. You know, like, Wayne still has a lot more of what he had at this time than Pusha does, for example. And I don't think Pusha, I mean, like, Pusha seems to have mainly changed his focus to Drake more than Wayne. Like, I haven't heard Pusha directly diss Wayne since, like, that Exodus era, basically. Am I mistaken? I mean, Drake Uh, inherited the beef. Yeah. We've talked about that before on the show. No way of young money. But this feels like the genesis of the Clips and Wayne beef. Who was uh, who was what ha- what happened to that boy about? No one. You don't think that there were subliminals? That was random. No, baby's on that song. Well, I'm not saying at Wayne necessarily, but uneducated baby, stunner, and patty cake. The man's name was not patty cake. You know, they you know, patty cake, patty cake on the baker's man. I bake the cakes. He was saying like he hand. thought the man's name was Patty Cake. <laughs> Stunning Patty Cake, the worldwide pushes. Yeah, <laughs> uneducated baby. Oh my god! Uneducated rankings. It's like baby, then Kendrick, then Nas. Slim is gonna show up at your house in Torrance. He's Slim. uneducated. <laughs> is that what you're gonna tell him? When he shows yeah, up. your brother's uneducated. <laughs> Listen, Slim looks like Lurch from what was it, the Adams family. 
He looked like every member of Scotty Pippen family, honestly. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> but I don't. I don't want any smoke with Slim. Uh, uh, How many tattoos, baby? Have. Uh, yeah. Look, only other note I have is uh, Ab Liva had a great start to the song. Um. And and that that laid the groundwork for Pusha T and Malice to do what they had to do. Um, Sandman was fine as well, but are we still on mic check? Yes. Yeah. This is a hell of a long review. I just did the calculations. Long? At this rate, it would take us over six hours to finish. All right, first pace. We're averaging two hours per six tracks. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I'm chilling. You, you want to move on? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Uh, track seven interlude. Uh, seven plus. Mm. Wow. I'm this the first man. time in the review that uh, Mel goes higher than Mules. Also, ranking this higher than most of the songs so far. All of the songs so far for me. Oh, actually, correction. Oh, you said seven minus. Okay. No, mic check is a seven plus. I think I said flat seven. My bad. It's tied with mic check. Like I said, I'm spelling WCW in the air with my fingers. No, stop it. Stop it. Uh, Jesse? Flat seven. All right. I always forget. You tell us, Jesse. What is it? Don't ask. Seven plus, flat seven, seven minus. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Okay. All right. Plus, uh, minus, or anything. Today's mathematics. Okay. Yes, it could. It could be three flat sevens. It could be three seven pluses. It could be three. The mathematics just means the fucking five percent or numbers. Pluses and minuses. No, I that's mean, not flat, what. It, no, the five well, percent mean, or number is seven. The that's that it. should be was a lucky day. That's what this should be. A, Why is the five percent or favorite number seven? Wouldn't shouldn't it be? It's five? the god hour. I don't know. Should be five. They're five presenters. All of the Wu Tang is going to be at your door, and I'm going to welcome them in. Let them have. Uh, They're going to be at your door. I didn't just drop a Wu slander over oh, the pop. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say he was a fucking Mark. I'm going to say this ain't Jesse's house. Oh wow! Oh, that was a bar. Okay. I'm listen, Raekwon. I'm not the one that called you a stroke victim. And I'd go through each Wu Tang member and be like, "I'm not the guy who said whatever Jesse and or Mel have said about you." Me and Method Man, you know, I dap them up because of that Takao 2000 agenda that I'm pushing. You know, we would have a special dap. Sure. We would have the Sami Zayn in the bloodline dap for sure. And you well, know. Five. Rizzo would be looking at me talking about, he think he on the team. <laughs> the fire percenter uh, headquarters is within walking distance of my parents' house. <clears throat> like where the shit started. And you okay, may well, not become... Uh, the Tom Cruise headquarters is like a mile from my house. Oh, we know. Jesse told us. Yeah, we, we definitely... Fries. On the window. Anyway. They tried to get me. I said, no. Nah. <laughs> I said, fuck off. Okay. I'm not no um, Leah Romano. 
only note I have. It's an interlude. Uh, She's hot. Oh, brother. Is she not? She was on Saved by the Bell. I don't remember that arrow. I remember King of Queens. Yeah, she dated Zach for like a summer. Oh, on the beach. I know about Mark Voorhees. Okay. That's what uh, I know about. Uh, uh, something went wrong. That's all. We don't need to talk best about it. Best, best of, of love. love. Absolutely best of love. Yeah. In the uh, words of the Earth, Wind, and Fire, something happened along the way. <laughs> okay, man. Um, yeah, listen. The Usos now. What's that? The Usos now. Don't do that either. They don't know. Uh, what does the Usos know me? It's Hamilton shit. It's cold business. Sega talk, you know? Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, interlude. I said I, I popped because he's just explaining black cards to people, but this is not at all how any credit card works, even black cards. You wouldn't leave your fucking card on the counter. I love, like, I love this idea. It. They mail it back that- to you. Yeah, they mail it back to you because they just know that it's it's good money and it's not going to decline. Isn't that what I mean? And, well, I mean, yes and no. When you have an American Express black card, it just, I think, means you're like a whale, basically. Unlimited like credit. A, yeah, but you're a high-value uh, client for them, basically. You do a lot of transactions. You know, no, I thought it meant you had money. If someone was skimming our podcast and then they just heard you say high value and they're like, oh, it's one of those, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Mules is right. It's, it's, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a sad I remember when I worked at the jewelry store in Soho, sometimes like the Prince of Dubai would show up and like, we'd lock the store down and like he would shop and the black card would be there, but we didn't mail it back to him. We just right. ran it. What the right. fuck? Why do we you have to mail leave, it back to him? You, especially if you're a black card owner, you're not just leaving that thing laying around somewhere. I don't understand. What if you have to use it at the next destination you're going to? You just, oh, I can't. It's going to be in the mail from the restaurant I was at. Like, <laughs> It doesn't make yeah. any sense. Okay, I have to make but a it, point about how rich I am. The point really is to say that they are the equivalent. Their wraps are the equivalent of the American Express black card. Yeah, 100% like they, they, you know, when they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna basically deliver something that uh, is not gonna bounce. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the shit talk. So, uh, yeah, and I think for what it's worth, you know, you should explain what the subtitle of your mixtape means. Absolutely. Especially since, according to Google, like it's all but been erased, like the subtitle, you know. So, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Jesse, you know what? You I'm anything? gonna I'm gonna make a brave uh, statement right here, right now. Okay. If I ever get to the income level where I am eligible for an American Express black card, I will leave it at the place and have them mail it back to me. Please don't do that for the for just a bit on the show. <laughs> I would hate to see like identity theft as a result of like, like a fucking mixtape interlude. Two three weeks into the season, haven't gotten the card back in the mail yet. <laughs> I'm starting to get honestly a little concerned, guys. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> we do have it on pause right now, so no charges can go through. But I think they stole my card. 
<laughs> Jesse, anything? Uh, no notes. I'm just sitting there. Okay. Well, uh, before we move on, what with this being an interlude and all, uh, we've been here a second. I have to use the bathroom again, so uh, y'all feel free to entertain the audience. I'll, I'll be right back. All right, so when Mel gets back, I'll tell the story of being like a major uh, push a T mark during this era and uh, embarrassing myself, basically. Embarrassing yourself? Not embarrassing myself, but it was it was it wasn't like one of my brighter moments, brighter celebrity encounters. Like I don't usually mark out when I meet celebrities. I uh, told the story already of my background with clips and this tape and everything with their live shows. But I did run into Pusha T in Soho with who uh, would later go on to become his wife. Okay. And I was just like, I think I was getting like a tuna sandwich from Dean and DeLuca on Broadway and just walking back to work. And I saw him crossing the street and I didn't do a whole spiel because he was with someone and in motion so I just I gave him the classic nod and told him I'm a big fan, and he was like, right. Hey, did, did, right, my story. He was with someone. What year was this with you? Mm, would have been at the latest summer, well, spring of 2012, and at the earliest okay, December cool. of 2009. Okay, so we're talking about uh, like in the midst of the Rehab Gang era. So I, I guess I can tell this story because this is probably before he was with her. Well, Mel sounds like he just came back. So, Mel, we're about to get the story of how Jesse embarrassed himself in front of Pusha T. Uh, what, what, what's going on? What did I come back to? We're going to hear the story of how Jesse embarrassed himself in front of Pusha T by being a mark. When, right now? No, back sure. in this era. Yeah, you're going to get the story right now. Sure. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Is he telling it? Sure. From, um, from what I'm hearing, he is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can feel feel free to uh, play this drop when I tell you. My, it's in the uh, it's in the folder. The push a T to Jesse drop. Uh, so basically, I'm interning uh, in the music industry. I'm pretty sure this was. Well, I had like two music industry internships. Uh, I was like an assistant to. Uh, I can say the name. I don't care. Uh, Mules, you know, uh, Dove from OKP. Yeah, of course. Okay, she's super old school. I was like her assistant uh, for like 2003 to like 2010. Uh, so she had me at like That's a some... long ass time, Jesse. Hey, I, I was trying to break into the industry or what have you. Uh, yeah, so I was like helping her run her company, uh, so on and so forth. Anyway, uh, she had me at one of these industry event nights or something, some some party. Um, and Pusha T is there. Pusha T walks in and at this point he's like, again, in between the, uh, Lord willing and hell hath no fury, like the, you know, the label limbo phase. So he's not like, he's famous, I guess, but he's not like relevant enough. I guess he's relevant enough to have groupies, but like, he wasn't like, you know, whatever, like all the attention wasn't on him. Anyway, he he's like he's talking to a woman like he's in a woman's ear or what have you and i'm like you know in my mind i'm like fuck this woman you know this is about fucking re-up gang like 
<laughs> like fucking hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, or whatever. So like, I walk across the room and like you know say what's up to him, and I just say like, "Yo, that reup gang shit is crazy." He just kind of like just nods at me, like, "All right, thanks," uh, or whatever. Anyway, uh, Mel, play push a T to Jesse. This is what he said to me, basically. Not right now, damn! Can't you see I'm with some? <laughs> you gotta know. And I know this is the Stolly man telling you this, but you gotta know. You know, when you're pushing a stroller, 26. it's a different. It's a different vibe. How old was I? I might have been like 26 at this time, potentially. Yeah, I was. I was 26. I was like, I was, no, not 26. I would have been either. 22 to 20. I was in the midst of of Reup Gang, you know, frenzy. So it was like wild the tape was, though for me. Yeah. So when I ran into him again, Mel, I was telling Jesse about when I ran into Pusha T when I was working in Soho uh, some years after this. And I'm not going to say I was embarrassed, but he was just like, like, we don't care. Okay. Yeah. I can rap, but like, I'm with I, a woman. I had, that's why I had to keep it more, uh, more chill than that. And I feel right. like this was the point where he was already working with Kanye, so he'd be more likely to just see a bunch of people slobbing him off and not be as, you know, uh, appreciative of it or as taken aback by it, you know, maybe it's more so. But, yeah. This yeah is I've definitely been more cool with my speaking to people in public. He might have his mind might have been elsewhere because he was wondering when they were gonna mail back his fucking black card. Nah, he was in the middle of some groupie action. Yeah, he had to pay for that for that pussy. <laughs> he had to have his card on. I don't think he had to pay. It's none of my business. Oh, all famous people pay for pussy. We found out. Anyway, huh? What did we find out? We found out all famous people pay, pay for pussy. They do. And I was How supposed to be one out? of them. Damn it! And it didn't work out. How do we find this out? Because it's common knowledge. Okay. Now, some people just have groupies. No, every, they have groupies, but on top of that, they're also, you know, paying for it. Hey, best of love. Yeah, Look, someone's going to skim to this point in the show, and they're going to think it's one of them shows. They are. <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, we should move on then. Uh Jesse, I'm sorry you got curved by Pusha T. I didn't get curved. He just nodded like, okay, cool. Maybe maybe you read too deeply into it. I've had encounters with people that I look up to where I analyzed every second of the encounter, and they were probably just like, I'm at work signing autographs and meeting people I'm never going to remember again. No, he just nodded like, okay, thanks. But, like, not now. Um, yeah, I'm doing so. I mean, timing is everything, man. Right. Timing is everything. If you ran into him in different circumstances, perhaps he'd be more receptive. Pusha, if you're listening right now, make it up to Jesse. He's oh, at from Old Harlem on Twitter. Show him some appreciation for his love of your uh, now defunct gang. Push a T if you're listening. It's fine. We don't care. Uh, uh, all right. Well, well but you know what I asked myself, Mel? In, in, in you know what I asked myself in that era, Mel? What's that? How many groupies Push a T has? Okay. All right. 
Uh, I'm going to start doing that joke with the Kendrick voice. <laughs> if you want to. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we, we can move on. Um, track eight, Zen. Apparently, this is original. Because at the end of the last track, it's like, now let's get this, into some original shit. This is the only original joint on the whole tape. It's uh, produced by Clinton Sparks, DJ of this uh, mixtape here. Okay. Um, yeah, I was wondering who produced it because, I mean, I thought they just put that there because they didn't know. And, you know, usually they just put the DJ of the tape there. But I know he made beats. Yeah, yeah, make some beats. All right. I wasn't familiar. You know? Get familiar. Right. There we go. Um, but hey, original was unfortunately not enough. Flat six. Hey, not unfortunate for me. I'm doing good in the game. Wow. Uh, I'm not shocked to hear this, and I'll tell you why when I get into my rating of the song and my explanation. But what I'll say is, this went down for me a little bit. This used to be like a nine minus for me. I used wow. to love this one, and this beat, this it's it's something. It's something in my mind. The, the beat is something. You don't like the beat. Lost. Yeah, not not a fan. Okay, I I found the beat interesting. I've always been interested by this beat because it sounds like almost like Aphex Twin or something. Like it's a weird sounding beat. Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm not surprised you give it a six. This one feels like not just an original record, but a break from the let's kill other people's beats with these competitive raps. And it sounds like they're ra- they're they're writing a song basically. More so than the rest of this tape. I mean, they are writing a song. Apparently, it was supposed to be on Hell Hath No Fury. Yep. That's a cutting room from Hell Hath No Fury. Yeah. I'm glad it wasn't, because I, I just like the fact that the Neptunes produced that whole album. Or, you know, that was maybe back when they were doing a lot of different stuff, potentially with other producers on Hell Hath No Fury. I don't know exactly like when we're going to get to that album, but there's obviously with the label Limbo, a lot of different incarnations it existed in before we ended up with a final product. Um, in hindsight, why this went down for me to just a flat eight, I still really enjoy the beat. And I like the performances, you know, the chorus, classic hip hop shit, but it just doesn't feel like that competitive spirit exists on this song. And it does on every other song, except for maybe the Amory remix later on. I can tell that they're, you know, well, I mean, they didn't make this with the mixtape in mind, but yeah, it's, you know, you're, you're rapping in service of a record, not to kill nobody else. Right. Not bad rapping by any stretch of the imagination for me but it's actually this is the one song on the tape Liva has the best verse to me Pusha came close but this isn't my favorite Liva verse on the whole tape that would be 
definitely roll with the winners. But this is the one where I feel like he got to shine. And if you notice, I've been saying this is the one where I feel like they're not out to make the kind of record that we're getting across the rest of this tape. So Liva actually benefited from Malice and Pusha T, in my mind, going into more of a songwriter's point of view when they wrote their verses than mixtape rapping. Yeah. Uh, he, he brought, he brought in that, that on them flow. And I said, I would say this later and, and, and later is arrived. Now it reminds me of uh jewels and that it's like that simple repetitive sort of catchy flow, but not really saying much. It's like, you know, you know, push blow on them, you know, so, uh, soft top like bows on them, strike a pose on them, all that stuff, you know. Um, it's fine. It's fine. It's, I'm surprised to hear you think it's it's the best. I, uh, I do, but just by nature of the record, because it really works on this beat to me. It sounds really good, despite him not saying a whole lot in that many lines like you pointed out, but I just think his approach in the context of this tape makes me view his verse the best just because they're not going out with the intention to kill this one. Really? Yeah. In my mind, he's the only one that really approached it that way. And since this was originally not for this tape, you know, it's just circumstantial really. He doesn't have another moment from here on out where I feel like I could argue for him having the best verse. Now, I like Push's verse on here, too, a lot. You know, I think that he just adds that, like, young, braggadocious, kind of flossy appeal to this record, which it needs. Uh, He... I just, I wish they wouldn't have put this on here. Like, I know you, you have mixtapes and you drop exclusives every now and then, but it's just like this tape, it, the identity of this tape is hopping on beats and killing shit. So this yes. is just like a misfire to me. I mean, from the beat to, you know, this type of rapping juxtaposed with the rapping we get surrounding it. And then like this hook, oh my God. All I wrote was no bad. No, you ain't rap. Zin, zin, zin. I know. Zin, 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 zin. No, st- no, 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 no. We don't need that. We don't. I don't know if we, we should be celebrating that. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Moves, what do you mean he ain't rap? You don't know that zin, 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 zin. Yeah, it's zin, by zin, the molesto zin. of all molestos. No, come on, man. <laughs> the, He's, what a title. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> he, did, he didn't know it was the molesto of all molestos who didn't know Mel I mean I didn't but but you uh, didn't know no I just knew it was some old hip hop shit uh, but like uh. it's calling a nigga the molester of all molesters is like no he is like, a, a title no, no it, one should want no, his run was like 50 men, or so it was like an insane number. What? I'm talking about African Man Bada. I know. Oh, yeah, his his run was like, yeah, 
I'm not being funny at all. As if it's like futures. Yeah, like 2014 what? onwards, basically. Sorry if running the wrong word. His pattern was like 50 men all throughout the Bronx. Yeah. His spree is more like it. Okay. A spree and run are synonymous. No, runs is like a uh, runs good. He's a spree a is also good. No, a spree candy, is bad. Prime uh, spree. Seven minus. Mel Mel gave no more shopping sprees a ten. It is a ten. Exactly. We know. It's a fucking ten. You love sprees. <laughs> Jesse, no, not this kind of a spree. Though. No more of them. Jesse. Yes. Yes. That that redacted made Planet Rock. You think he touched some kids? I know he touched some kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. KRS One said he didn't. Okay. We know about you him. You know what? You know what I say? And feel free to censor this, Mel. It's not censored. It's, it is line stepping style, but you know. How many molestations Africa Bambada has? We're not doing this. Okay. Man. That that's his fucking nine plus. <laughs> this guy, man. Okay. Alright. <coughs> I'm telling you guys, the Mool's Mel and Jesse Pod, like, once you know, we move on from Rab or whatever the next thing is, it's just a pod talking about regular on, shit. Jesse, I don't know if you've heard. This is Mool's and Mel's last stand. If it doesn't succeed, I- we are reverting to civilian life for good. I'm just saying, if we come back like once a season, like four times a year, and just give them a Moose, Mel, and Jesse just talking about anything pod, oh, it's, it's a classic every Basically time. Basically, everybody else's podcast. Yeah, we beat them at that too, but, you know, they every got time. enough of that right now. Of course we kill them, okay? Because we would not talk about relationships and whatever. Right. I, worked, I worked the uneducated Kendra joke into an Africa Bambada reference. It was eight. It was eight. Don't censor that either. That's a great <laughs> moment. Oh Mel God. don't like Zan 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 Zan. That's I the don't point. Like that. Okay, Mel like ain't rap. That was the point yeah, of I'll the be, whole I'll thing. Be not rap. That's why he buried that um, Blue and Exile song. I don't remember none of nigga songs. Exactly. <laughs> you ain't rap. He doesn't even remember who shot you. You think he's gonna remember yeah. Blue and Exile? Exactly. You tell her yourself constantly, Mel. Not knowing who shot you. I don't play no biggie. You think I play that blue? Okay. No, I don't. Um, uh, what is it? Sandman. He had a he had a good verse. Uh, the this is now this is like that slickness that I want out of him more often. Uh, you know what you say? Pockets bulky. How can y'all fault me? Ghost rider. Ghost rider. Driver. driver. What y'all what mean? That, yeah. What y'all mean? You know. Yeah. It's, it's good. Uh. He said, uh, it's all real. Like, don't touch that thing. The background was like, fake. fake. But he said it like that, uh, that clip of Chang. Ha, gay. That's how he said it. Um, fake. It, it was good. It was good. Uh, rerun, what's happening reference. Uh, one of a million in hip hop. Uh, Matt was rapping well as usual. Like, there's nothing, nothing to see here in terms of like. Oh, the rap. Dude, the rapping is all good i'm just saying this is not the um a same approach as they've been taking yeah 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 so yeah i mean i don't like the hook i don't like the beat i don't like 
this style of rapping, meaning songwriting on on a mixtape, you know? Right. So, flat six. Uh, Pusha T said, you redacted's gotta love me. I'm something the Lord made. That was a HBO original movie with the ring, the ring merchant himself, most deaf. Oh, that's a movie? Rings of power okay. himself. Oh, brother. And you ain't black, Mel. Uh, sorry. <laughs> you know. It was like a period piece where he plays like a doctor or something. Is that right, Jesse? I didn't see it. <laughs> I know he was in it. Wait, wait. That was Mel ain't black. Oh my god! I know okay. he was in it. You ever seen that Angel Heart, Jesse? Oh, that's a classic. You stole the digital code during the movie season. Wait, Are you talking oh, about Lisa Bonet right now? No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean Angel Heart. Uh, yeah, that is a classic. Horny Mel Hours. She, she naked. No, that's not what I meant to say, actually, at all. No, not Angel Heart. The joint where, where Ving Reigns is in drag. What is that? Too Wong Fu? No. The other one. No, no that's, that's like, with like, Wesley Snipes in drag. True, right. true Heart or something. It's some heart, right? Ving Holiday Heart? Holiday Heart. Yeah. Well, I must have missed this one. I don't think I've ever There's seen that. that movie. Do I know somebody who was in this? I don't know. I'm looking up her name right now. You know someone who was in The Color Purple. That shit don't count. (laughs) He was a kid. That's like somebody saying they know somebody who was in 911 as a joke about me. Well, I do say that to people now. Oh, brother. All right. Um... Funny Valentine, not Holiday Heart. Oh, okay. Never saw that either. Who? Yeah, I know my Funny Valentine. Yeah, we don't care. Oh, Holiday Heart is free on Tubi. They got everything. Ain't nobody watching yeah. no holiday. <laughs> Ain't nobody watch no holiday. <laughs> okay. Uh, are we moving on? Anything else about Zen? I like Zen. I do. I like okay. it, but it's lost a bit of its luster to me. I can't lie. It just doesn't no feel like it fits me. as much with the tape as the other stuff does. All right. And it's, um, it's still an eight. Look at that. Uh, I guess Pusha T wasn't lying when he said he puts numbers on the boards. Okay. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. Jesse, did you have anything? Uh, I was looking up somebody I knew. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, the person I knew that was in that movie. Uh, let's see here. Zen. No, I just said Cutting Room from Hell Hath No Fury. <laughs> okay. What is this, uh, Rad Express? <laughs> hey, my notes be Express. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, my goodness. Okay, let's... Zen... Look, the Zen men are Mules and Jesse. All right. Y'all can have that. That's pseudoscience. Okay. I'm, uh, All right. uh, Mel prefers Jigga Kelly. Track nine, Hate It or Love It, featuring Pharrell. Uh, it's obvious what the beat is. Um, flat six. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. This one's kind of crazy. 
I don't understand it. Nine minus. Ding me, baby. Wow. Uh, wrong on both of us. The first one I got wrong for both of you. Uh, seven plus for me. Wow. I'm shocked. Uh, look, my notes are not that long. I was I was hurt by this because this beat is one of my favorite beats of the 2000s. But Ab Liva and Pusha T with these like introspective uh, Pusha, like recollection. Pusha T had verses. the best verse on the whole song. Look, where, where is my homegirl at? Okay, I need her right now. I need her maybe more than I ever have. This this whole season, okay? Uh, Asuka, tell them how I feel about these first two verses. We don't care! Okay. That's crazy. This is one of Push's best verses on the whole tape. You know that I am like the diary rat man, but it has to be done right. I don't know none of these names, and you're not fleshing out the story enough to make me care. It's a big we don't care. Ab Liva especially. Get him out of here. The flow is not arresting at all. It's just Hold this on. guy just... Hold on. Pusha you know? T, you're, you're skimming off so much of his verse as it, when you're saying the who. First of all, Drake always does this kind of shit, bringing up people that don't but mean he anything. makes it appealing to me. Listen, this is Pusha T. So I was copping from E&M. He was copping from K&M. K died. Pooh came home and started placing him. Pooh died, and I can't tell you who was replacing him because he's still living, and I ain't trying to catch no case with him. Then he transitions. He tells you the story. Winter, we did the numbers. South Beach, we did the summers. Fresh outfit with no Chris. Them hoes will mock you fronters. Never amongst us. Mike Prada, them pumps up. But don't ever switch numbers because who really could want to want us? Hometown bitches made a spring for them thickets or the tickets. Because in them same homes, we I was cooking tickets. the pigeons. See, business was me and T. Ended up T and T. Like, explosion. These niggas ain't yeah. even got full names. They're just letters. This is like algebra. No, she was, like, she was fucking Thurman all the while he was robbing me. That was my that was my man. I would have gave that redacted grams. Come on. Wanted to ask him why, but I never had the chance. Never got the answer. Thurman, he died of cancer. I look up at the heavens and tell him, you still my man, cuz. Yeah, that's touching. But you know what? Do you, what? Like, what, what's, what's not, I mean, he tells you this whole story, the whole saga, basically. It, it didn't get appealing until the end. And it's coming off of Ab Liveverse that's even less appealing. So the whole thing becomes, you know, the classic, I'm happy for you or I'm sorry that happened. I'm going to agree with you there. I think Ab Live is the least impressive verse on the whole song overall. But yeah. I love this Pusha T verse. This is a great Pusha T verse. His technique on there, I mean, he was rapping. It's kind of hard to rap along to him on it because of how, like, technical it is. I, I find no joy in telling a nigga I don't care about his life stories. Usually that's the shit I love in rap. But like over this beat and these flows, it just, it just, it was a letdown. It was a letdown. Malice I, came close for me on this one though. He did. Uh, this is going to be surprising for me, but Sandman? Sandman has the best verse so far. That's a problem. Okay. Like 
by the time he comes on, I'm like, oh my God, thank you, Sandman. You saved me. You know, like, get me out of this, like, anecdotal space, which I would usually would never say. But Malice had the verse of the song, for sure, uh, to me. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he has a great verse. He has the second best verse, in my opinion. If, if they would have just rewrote their verses to match the sort of just general Also one rapping. of my favorite Malice lines of all time, mixtape or studio album. Look here, Kim Folk, I'll listen to your demo, but do yourself a favor. Don't run up to my window. The repercussions are tenfold. So unforgiving and so, oh, so sinful. My forte involve kitchen utensils. My come up got redacted so resentful. All the while eluding Tubbs and Crockett. You know Tubbs and Crockett, Mo? I, I use context clues and assume they were was like, what was it, like Buddy Cop Show? Uh, it was uh, Chips? Miami I Vice. I heard that, yeah. Miami Vice, not Chips. Okay. I heard of that too. But I mean, yeah, A little before my time, so I know it's before your time. <laughs> Unless you watch the uh, <laughs> the 2006 Michael Mann movie with Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx, I think. Uh, yeah, I skipped that. But I will tell you, that, and this is appropriate for the review we're doing tonight, on YouTube there's some clip of, from like <clears throat> the original Miami Vice show. Um, and like they run into some drug dealer who looks li- literally like Michael Jackson. And they're like selling him crack. Oh, no, I found it. <laughs> and he is says, the point like, for it to be Michael Jackson the same way that like CSI bases their shows and like Law and Order bases their shows on real cases and stuff? No, I don't think so because he was a drug dealer. And they they were like supplying him with like they were the plug or whatever, and he he tested it. And what he said before he sparked the pipe, he said, "Let's crack it up." <laughs> oh, crazy. Shit. I mean, we could have had that drop up top too. Hold on, here I found it. Like, listen to this. Can this guy move weight? Same guy that brought the cop. The guy's a nickel dime ounce dealer. So why are we dealing with him? Just doing a little test marketing. Hey, man, keeping a man with all this, these dead presidents waiting? Hey, pleasure before business. He can't act either, by the way. He flubbed the line if you heard it. They pull the crack out. Michael Jackson's waiting. She is a beautiful lady. What is she, four keys to 28 pair? 12 a pound, Mr. Evans. You see, we're Americans. We don't believe in the metric system. Mm-hmm. Twelve. Twelve's good. Keep holding prices like that, my man, and I'll be back in town. Assuming that stuff's as good as you say it is. You want to take a ride? Yeah, I think I might. So he pulls out the pipe. He's got the crack. He's wearing a purple suit. You don't need suit. no test. I just take a little taste of the lady. I'm sure she won't mind. Crack it up. <laughs> and you can't see this, but he takes one hit. 
and then he dies. It goes straight through his head. Oh man! Oh. Oh. <laughs> What's in this stuff, man? Oh God! Yeah. God help me! <laughs> God help me! And then he falls on the ground and dies. Shit. That's it. Miami listen, Vice, you, listen, you gotta, you gotta put the crack PSA in this episode. You have to, you know, you have to, yeah. Especially, listen, we're talking crack all night. They need to hear fake Michael Jackson say, "Crack it up," and say, "Hello, help me," and fall on the ground and die. Okay, this is what they were serving. All right, this ain't no joke. They make it sound glamorous. Jesse, was that Anderson Pock when you? Where did you meet him this week? Uh, he had a meet and greet at a new restaurant that he's a co-owner of. So basically, it was a grand opening of a new pizza spot that he's a co-owner of, and he Got was it. meeting fans. How was the pizza? Uh, it's like vegetarian style, so or vegan uh, or something. Of, I don't know. Yeah, they life. gave out samples. It was cool. Not far from you, if you're still near Koreatown. Um, I am. Did yeah, you see this it's... carnival here? By the way. No. Oh, there's like a... It's shutting down Vermont Avenue from like... Basically from Olympic till Pico. Okay. Yep. 205 South Vermont Avenue. Olivia is the name of the restaurant. He's co-owner. Olivia. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about vegan pizza. I would rather not eat pizza, potentially. Yes, Lord. What else? Veg- it might just be else? vegetarian. Huh? They got anything else there? Because uh, I don't like that fake cheese. I tried that fake cheese. That's not good. They haven't perfected that yet. Dinner. Oh, it's a whole restaurant. <laughs> we don't make fake cheese too good. <laughs> <laughs> That's they an have, inside joke, folks. They have oh. dairy and non-dairy. I just put the link oh, in the okay. chat. Oh, okay. They got Dara. They got Dara. Oh, Let's okay. see. Olivia. Olivia Restaurant, L.A. He's co-owner. Yes, love. Yeah. Let me see here. What do we got? The line moved fairly fast, too, to meet him. Oh, there there was, like, it was, like, an organized situation, like. Yeah, it was, like, his meet and greet. It looked like you were at a hotel. No, it's just the indoor, inside of the restaurant. View menu. Let's see what they got here. Dinner. I mean, dinner. Buck brunch. Oh, look at this. Crab cake, crispy chicken, corn off the cob, mesquite smoked potato. We got chicken sandwich, uh, coconut rice, mushroom steak, some salads here. It Let's looks a little pricey, to be honest. Dairy. Dairy. Yeah, I mean it's pricey. Look at this. Look at these numbers. Look at these numbers. And I know these pizzas. Nineteen dollar chicken sandwich. A fifteen dollar corn on the cob. I mean, what the fuck? How's the crab cake? Fourteen dollars. Oh, it's a jackfruit crab cake. Fuck out of here. Stop lying to the people. Stuff substitutions politely declined. Mm, politely declined. Anyone, huh? Now, if you want, uh, I'm sorry. Fun drinks, coffee. They don't have no desserts. Look at these desserts. Sorry, okay? Okay, rice pudding, olive oil cake, 
or a chocolate tort. Oh, fuck out of here. Come on. If, if you want good Italian, uh, Mother Wolf and Hollywood. Mother and, Wolf. Yeah, uh-huh. and F- Felix and Venice. I feel like I've heard it, Felix, or heard of it, but uh, never had it. Yeah, both, both owned by the same guy. Mother Wolf, that is honestly the... It became a hot spot. No, I don't do this. Yeah, like Nas was there the night I went. Uh, Jay Z, Beyonce, ASAP, like, Rihanna. Gotta have a reservation style. Gotta wait long time for food style. Fuck off, you know. Food came pretty fast. Uh, the, they played old school hip hop all night. You just got to book seven days in advance. That's all. Nah, fuck that. That's it's absurd. It's it's you know what it is. It's demoralizing. To reserve a restaurant seven days in advance? Yeah, and then show up and ev- all the other people are there. Everyone's like on edge. Like, I, I reserved. I reserved, you know? I, I did this on an open table. You know? All this. I hate I hate it. I hate the scenes. Dude, they, there wasn't much of a scene. I hate the scenes. What, give me an example of like what you consider a scene. I don't know. Hollywood L- in general. Okay. Like City Walk style. What is City Walk? Uh, Universal? Universal Studios? City Walk. Like, uh, I never yeah, go that far. Like, people always moving around, back and forth. Yeah, right. I never go that far north. Too many people. Too yeah. many people. What happened to that howling raise? It was the talk of the town. Now nobody howls about it anymore. I went in the last month or so. Line was moving much slower. Maybe the pandemic slowed down business. Slower. Was there a, a shorter line than there used to be, though, or it's still a hot spot? Oh, no, it's not. A, well, the day I went, it was not much of a hot spot. I just, uh, I think I ordered from, like, Postmates, and it was ready when I got there. Okay. Yeah, and, you know, just took that it That was smart, Postmates. Yep. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I got to be honest. Yeah, people used My, to stand three hours, it, I, and I was uh, one of them. Not worth it. My experience with Nashville hot chicken thus far has not been the most positive. Did Mel take a break? Uh, no, I'm here. I'm, uh. I'm here. Mel, what do you think of Nashville hot chicken? I, I don't fall for gimmicks like that. What is the gimmick about it? Chicken been hot. <laughs> no, it's, it's the way that it's prepared. It's uh, like it's, it's fake. I'm, that's existed, and it was it, it, it. Nobody had to come up with a name for it. Too much paprika. Too much like dripping red oil off of that chicken. And it's not like I don't know, man. What, what do you like about it, Jesse? What do you like about the natural hot? I don't love it. Oh, the truth comes out. I haven't had it very much, but yeah, I, you know the best one I had. At that damn Farmo's market you told here me. in L.A., the one, the, the Fritzy Coop, I think it's called, they have a good um, hot chicken sandwich with, like, a slaw that's very, very spicy, but very good. That's a fucking scene, the growth. Not when I go. Not when I go. It's always the scene. Nah, if you go super early, like, you go, like, 11 a.m., 12 p.m., like sometime between before like the lunch rush starts around like twelve thirty one, your money. And if you go late, like 
30 minutes hour before they close. It's pretty empty. Yeah, I went, I went like, I was delivering food over there uh, in the last couple of months or so. Uh, There's a lot of people. No? Um, all I can really <clears throat> say is that uh, I'm poor, so <laughs> I haven't been able to eat any even mildly well, KFC did the Nashville hot for a little bit. You got no recollections fake. of That's the Nashville hot? That's fuck. I don't trust chains adopting trends. Whether it's, you know, when everybody started making Chipotle this, you know, what's the other one that they, they do? Uh, Chipotle honey crispers at uh, Chili's is, is kind of fire. <laughs> hey, well, I'm glad you like them. I can't be eating that. All right. And don't, folks, don't try that damn uh, truff hot sauce, okay? Don't try that shit. All right, that's fucking, that shit tastes like damn demon cum, okay? Don't, don't. How don't do you do know that. what that tastes like? Don't worry about what I do, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> right? What is demon cum? I, I'm in, I'm in the buttery mind state. Okay, well, what is demon so, cum? The consistency of it reminds me of descriptions I've heard of ejaculate. The taste of it. It's hot, but it's, you know. I I don't want to know what demon cum is. uh, Well, good, because I don't either. But, yeah. uh, I don't like this song. I don't like hate it or all that to say I don't like this song. I, I mean I have been Demon Come. Listen, nigga. Okay. It's, it's that Go time to Taco man. Bell, get the nacho fries with the truff nah. sauce, and you'll understand. Nope. Nope. Shit like that is why I'm trying to stay out the hospital. Uh, I don't hey, you making the right choices. But yeah, on the opposite end of the gender spectrum, we have Pharrell rapping about Power Demon You, come. which I thought I wouldn't hear about anymore after season six. At least not, you know. He didn't rap about it. He said the, the car interior. Yeah, he rapped about it. <laughs> he was rapping when he said it. Look at my life, houses, great car choices, Ferraris, Rolls Royces, and all kind of Porsches. I, I said Roll, Roll, Rolls Royces. Roll, Rolls Royces. Wait, what? What? <laughs> I said Rolls Royces, no Rolls Royces. <laughs> this is them hours. Let's get through this, please. <laughs> is Wolves here? Is this going to be another juvenile moment? Oh, yeah, don't brother. start putting smut in the chat. Oh, I called it. I said when shit goes wrong, we, we pull a classic every time. <sighs> I can't. I can't. I don't know what's going on. The room is spinning. The room is spinning. It's spinning. It's, you know, carousel, you know. And I can't drink another Red Bull because then I'm going to Yeah, never drink in Red. I know you don't drink, but yeah. 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 You can't. Never do it. And that Red Bull is not good for you. 
I had one like in the last week or so trying to get myself home uh, behind the wheel. And yeah, that fucked me over. Yeah, it's, you know, you know how this shit go. I guess, I guess Moore stepped away. Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, <laughs> uh, I could, I could, I could turn this up real quick while he's gone, while teacher's away. No smut, please. No, 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 not that kind no. of turn up. No, uh, not that kind of turn up at all. Um, where is that shit at? Hold on. <laughs> <coughs> I might pass out. I don't know. I'm not feeling too hot. No, good lord. <laughs> Weezy. Okay. <laughs> that was a drop three reference. He laughed like that and then he said his name. It was on the upgrade, you freestyle. I'll never forget it. You are. Yeah, you're going through it. What's, what, who, me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going through it. Uh, I, hey y'all! You want to hear a time I uh perform one of my songs in a Mac Miller voice? Uh, sure. Here you go. BC to eighty, hey, I'm going eighty, hey, I'm running over everybody trying to play me, hey. BC there you go. That's a little bit of that. It's called Mac McFly. <laughs> Congratulations, y'all. Uh, eight plus from what I've heard. There you go. Plus, I'm trying to find like the. I would be so mad if I don't find this before Bulls gets back. It's it's one of the greatest recordings. This has got to be in here somewhere. Let me see. This is, this is going to be a waste of a Bulls uh, disappearance if this isn't here. Ah. Oh man, it's it's it would be a Jesse ten, but I, I I can't find it's always happens when Bulls leaves and I have the chance to build a brand behind his back, <laughs> and I can't find what I'm looking for. Oh man, keep all of this. Uh, how how are you doing today, Jesse? You doing you doing? No, I'm f- I'm fine. I guess got to get a haircut. Got to get my booster tomorrow. Oh, right, booster. Okay. Yeah. All right. Should be how starting back that? at the at the G building on Monday. Uh, oh oh man. Yeah, not the G building. G building, you know. Where I worked oh, earlier in the gotta, year. You gotta elaborate. Where I worked earlier in the year. Uh, oh, oh, you're going back? I think so. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, they invited me back. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to re-render this thing because uh, cause I couldn't find I got it. I found the FL Studio file. I don't remember how flagrant this is. I may end up having to censor it. But uh, it's a Jesse 10. That's why I'm playing it. If I had to take it out, I had to take it out. But yeah, uh, you want to hear Atlanta? Of course. 
<laughs> what the hell else I got to do right now? <laughs> right? All right, here we go. Uh, check this out. Dibs young guys on the track. Fuck a hoe because you have a fucking heart attack. Howdy, no, yo, I told these hoes, hello, stuck in the pudding, what the then f- I slid in the pudding, <laughs> <laughs> I was entertaining Jesse while you were gone, I'm gonna have to remember Every that. time yeah, that was- Moves comes back <laughs> to some nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> you missed a something. lot. Because I did not think that, uh, I did not think we'd be going this long tonight. Please keep that, Mo. Don't censor anything. I'm going to have to censor that that recording. Oh, Oh, man. You're depriving the audience. Did we do a whole thing with him and the Fiend and whatnot? We did, but but they might find the parody raps insensitive. Because they're about the thing that he actually did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So So Mo was about to pass out. Moles, and he's just getting very delirious and yeah I, I don't know I, I'm not being funny I honestly don't know if he's gonna make it another eight songs I'm a, I'm a professional I he said it. the room is spinning Moles, and it is and he's about to pass out so yeah I'll be alright fully I'll wacky Mel out. came out <laughs> I have to say entitled Moles is coming out Entitled move? Yeah. And entitled to what? Entitled to time to eat these tacos. Oh, you ordered tacos? I I needed to eat something. Oh, I was feeling shit. weak. Okay. Well. Folks, this is what we do. We sometimes go so long that it becomes a new meal. It's fourth no meal. Way. Yeah, the fourth meal style because you ate dinner five, six hours ago. It's not the same anymore. It's a new meal style. See, these two have the luxury of being on California time. So it's only like half past midnight there. It's 2.30 in the morning here. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think the sun may be up. By the time we're done here tonight, finale style. Uh, no, I'm, it's it's gonna it's gonna be fuck my lifestyle <laughs> because fuck I mine still too. Have other things, you know, regarding the show to accomplish. But it is what it is. Jesse, uh, you gonna watch the Halloween spectacular? It's technically out now, but uh, the time of this recording. I ain't got time for that. This guy what are you doing on Halloween? This guy has got all the time. He's got all the time in the world to tweet with random people on Twitter with 54 followers talking about, hey, you're anti-black or you're this or you're that. Has time to argue with them like he's Talib Kweli, but won't anti-black. watch the damn Halloween special. <laughs> anti-black? What are you talking about? So uh, these people will call you anti-black sometimes. Yeah, them people are idiots. Uh... I am on the Drake episode, my parents. Uh, I'm I'm very far behind, which is why I said I don't have the time. What do you think? I just started. 
I'm uh, liking part one. Yeah, well, we're at the end of the season. You're, you know, in the middle of the season. When we started the season, you were like in the middle of last season. You're like six episodes behind. Yeah. In life. Catch up. You know, um, hold on, taco style, and then we can resume review style. This big finale. Oh, my God. Oh man! <sighs> I was eating tacos. I uh... wait. Did he did he step away again? I don't know. <laughs> I think he's back. How many tacos Moose has? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, you want to hear the time I flipped a, a Negro spiritual in my college dorm room? Only if you can keep it. In, uh, what was it, middle school? Elementary school? What I do in elementary school? Yokiro Taco Bell. Oh, yeah, that no, I was middle school. Uh, I told the story, I think, on air before. I think. I don't know. In I think, eighth grade, I, I think Jesse, we've heard it. Yeah, in eighth grade, I was in my first period, like computer class, and we were getting ready to leave. Southern California. I was talking to my friend Cena, and I just said, you know, the Chihuahua, the, the the former mascot for like Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell. You know, he'd say that. And I just said it out loud. In, and then I realized. In that, in that accent. Too. In the act, yo quiero Taco Bell. The, the whole shit. And I'm like, wait. I'm in fucking cow. Whole room full of Mexican kids just turns and stares at me like, the fuck is he doing? Like, what does he think he's... Is he, like, mocking us? And I, f- I, I had just moved. I forgot that, like, oh, right. I'm, like, around a lot of Latino people now. So they might think this is, like, me making... I'm like, no. It was... Co- Where I'm from, it's just a commercial. <laughs> like, it's not even a language like that. You know? So I I looked like an idiot. And I realized I... I, I it was a bad moment. It was a bad plus. moment. <laughs> <laughs> He said, where I'm from, it's just a commercial. It'd be like me, like, walking in the middle of Italy. And they, listen, Mario, pizza, they, knew, like, they knew the commercial. It was a popular commercial. What do you think? They didn't but at the time, the he hadn't been the mascot for years, though. Right, right. So, this like, the they were probably just like, yo. Mascot era. Yeah, you know. And it was probably going to come from my black ass, so I would have had to hit that. That beats just 10 that's, seconds. That's the spiritual? Yeah, wade in the water, okay? Mm. It's what the slaves had to do. They had to, they had to wade in the water because, you know, the, the hound dogs would be off their trail and wash off their scent, wait for them crackers to pass, you know? Well, you know what the marks are doing, right? They're wading in the keller. Like the keller? Wade Keller, you know? Oh. Uh, reporter. The who? <laughs> the who? Yeah. Sorry, that's Wade. That's the who. Okay. You know what the Mexican said to you? What did they say? In Compton, we call that racist. <laughs> yeah. That's why they're looking at me. And I'm like, damn, like I, they have no, I really didn't mean, I forgot where I was. And I was new to being where I was. So, you know, yeah, I wouldn't have said that. I would have had the awareness to not now, say that. 
did did the Samoans step in and be like, he didn't mean anything by it? No, but I almost ran a foul. No, I did run a foul of the Samoans in high school. It, it didn't have anything to do with Samoan culture, but I was just like chilling in the hall at lunch with my friend Cena again, and uh, you know it was like football players, like they were big kids, and he was carrying like a jug of. It must have been like some sort of like Gatorade or something. Just like, I guess that's what I said. I said. Um, <laughs> He was walking by, and I said, "You know what it is? I think it's like just like water and like the pre-workout or some like shit." Yeah, it was probably something like that. And I wasn't even talking to him or trying to diss him or like, you know, disrespect him. I just said like piss jug, and he turned. He was like, "You got something to say to me?" And I was like, "No, (laughs) like, no, bro." Like, he like he was ready to fight, and I'm like, "Dog, no, this is not this is not that at all." Like, I wasn't even. That wouldn't have been me. See, I would have said piss jug, and my stupid ass, he would have been like, you got something to say to me? And I would have been like, yeah, piss jug. It's exactly what I said before. <laughs> See, That's yeah, what yeah. I have to say. And then <laughs> I would have got punched in the stomach. <laughs> something like that. What you want to say now? You want to say piss jug again? And I would say <laughs> it again because I viewed myself as like mankind, like the hardcore legend, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was an interesting time for white people. You know? Oh my god. Uh, we were just like crashing into shit and like it was the jackass, you know, attitude era, Tom Green. Alright, bring that back. That's real white culture. Whatever's going Tom on. Tom Green now, is a ten. I distanced myself from it. Jesse, you know something, yes. my man? I'm glad you said that. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, He's from the home of C B G. This guy's Canadian. Those Canadians are funny. They are. He might be the GOAT com- Canadian. Uh, what now? Yeah, Tom, Tom Green over Drake. Tom Green might be the GOAT. I mean, definitely over Drake. I don't think that that's a... The Who are you coming com- in defense oh, of? No, you said, you said, you mean, you said comedian. Did you mean Canadian? I said Canadian. No, he said Canadian. He did? He said yes. GOAT Canadian. Oh, I'm dying. This is I'm wacky mail hours. I heard comedian. I swear I did. You got Nathan... Yeah. You got uh, Chris Elliott, right? He's Canadian. Yeah, I got Tom Green over him. Wow, uh, I'm not mad at that. It's just Nathan's bop, been bop, doing bop, some bop, good stuff. Bop, bop, undercutters. What is up with these Canadians? They're a funny group, but they just can't make music for the life of them. You know? Yeah. Uh, that's cap. That's cap. All right, top ten Canadian artists, Mel. Where's Tim from? Graham, uh, Abel Tesfay, Justin Bieber, uh, Chris Jericho, a Fozzy. No. Uh, what did I say? Fozzy? <laughs> Fozzy. Uh, who else? Fozzy. Uh, yeah, Fozzy. <laughs> you know. Listen to Fozzy. Oh, man. You're ruining it. I'm eating this Doritos Locos Taco. I can taste the hand sanitizer. The person who made it had on their hand. What? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. That's not good. Can you sue? Can you get paid? You know what? I can. Anyone can sue. You know? Will I win is the question. Mm, I don't think so. the question. I don't think so. Because I think they're going to be like, well, taste. I think they're going to be like, taste is subject. They're going to start getting in all that. Like, who knows what you. Some people, when they have cilantro, they taste soap. You heard about this? 
Yeah, I've heard people say that. It's because like 50 or something percent of people, that's literally what their taste buds are telling them, that they're eating soap. Let's see, I'm, I'm eating the other side of the taco here, hoping maybe it wasn't touched. Alan Omar said over Drake. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Alanis, but I'm more set. Cardinal official over Drake. No, come on. Stop being a silly boy. Shag K over Drake. No. Come on. Oh, man. Now we just putting people over Drake. All right. I thought you respected Drake now. I thought we were done with this. I thought you were Drake. There are people I like more than Drake from there. All right, Drake over Tory Lanez. Yep, definitely. Drake over Nav. Yeah, obviously. Drake over Bieber, but yes. Huh? Drake over Bieber. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Although, mm, (laughs) Bieber, to me, uh, Dustbin, as I like to call him, he's, he's a little twerp. He's a little piece of shit, you know, but the thing about him is that, like, Something tells me he might have a 10 versus Drake, who I know doesn't have a 10. <sighs> Bieber on um, Maria, I'm drunk. Gets a lot of Drake shit out of here. Oh, stop. No, the fuck it doesn't. Stop. He's a clown. Stop. I don't want to hear him on any rap shit. I hate when he tries to be, like, the cool, like, fucking Tyga type guy. Fake Drake, fake Tyga. Just make songs, kid. Drake over like Daniel it. Caesar, Alessia Cara. I like, what do you mean? Oh, what you know like, about Alessio? I like, who? He said he like Alessio. Here is a great song. Oh, we, we out that era, okay? That was some Def Jam shit. She, that, ain't, that wasn't all the way her, okay? I ain't heard a song from her as good as uh, some good Drake. Drake over Chocolair. Chocolare, yeah. I'm gonna fuck Chocolare. Chocolare. Deborah Cox might be over Drake. Uh, I'm familiar with the name. I know nobody's supposed to be here, right? Might be over Drake. Is that her? Yes. You know that song, though? Is that a. How did you get here? Yeah, it sounds like Melkor. Yeah, Alright, let's get back on track. You that one? It's a good right here. Oh, no, Moose still eating his tacos. <laughs> uh, how many tacos Moose has? <laughs> yeah. yeah, now that he's here, he can answer the question. Uh, how many Drake over Nelly Furtado, but not by a wide margin. Say It Right is a better song than any Drake song. Say It Right was a 10 when it came out. Dropped to a 9. It's probably like an 8 plus now for me. It could still be a nine minus. I don't know. I'm on a Wikipedia of every Canadian rapper and musician. I mean, I her, her top people. song though is "Turn Off the Light." That's a ten. Okay, that's. I don't know unfamous. a lot of these people. You know Chaos Jesse? I feel like you'd be into him. Yes, uh, he jacked a classic. Hot music is a classic. Yeah, Soho Hot Music. Yeah, that fucking superstar is not. Yeah, he just took the beat. Try to make it a new song. He's got some shit, though. He's pretty talented. He was drunk as fuck at one of the concerts of his I went to. Oh, Kate Trinata over Drake. 
Get the Canadian. fuck out of here. Get out of here. Drake can't produce? What the... <laughs> that, okay. All right. That's a crazy argument. Okay, right. so Bill Gates over Drake. Okay? Right, because Drake can't be a, you know... They are both musicians. CEO. And and here's the thing. Catronata can't write songs. What's your point? Hey, I've heard some good Catronata songs. He wrote them? I don't know. All right, wrote them. The food was ass. Keep, <laughs> keep all this in there, mouth. They're chilling. They're chilling with Moose and Mel and Jesse right now. It's you know, food was fucking ass. I can't believe I tasted someone's. And I hate use alcohol hand sanitizer. Stop with the fruity nonsense, okay? Wow. Wow. Someone skims. Someone skims. Just uh, (laughs) uh, this is where my stop the fruity nonsense. One of them. Mocha only over Drake. Oh my god! You say balls Mahoney? No. Yes, balls Mahoney. Uh, no, hit the MJF for Jesse for saying that. Okay, I'll hit it. Who, who Balls did he Mahoney. say though? Balls Mahoney. No, you, you didn't say Balls Mahoney. You said Mocha only. Mocha only. All this right. is why that's You cat. fucking Mark! Here's why that's cat. First of all, he said it because the dude worked at MF Doom. Second. I didn't know they worked together. Seriously? That's like his biggest song, right? More soup with your meal? More soup with your meal? I don't you never know. Heard that? Russell over Drake. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We got to have we have a moment here on the show before we pick back up. Piano in the Dark is a 10. Piano Piano in the what? Piano in the Dark, Brenda Russell. I don't know if I know it. I have to hear it. You've heard it. Mel, pull up Brenda Russell, Piano in the Dark. Is she black? Yes. Okay. I'll do it then. You've heard this. And this is a fucking 10. <laughs> if Tracy, I almost said Tracy Ullman, if Tracy Chapman Fast Car is a 10, then this shit is a 10. All right. Fast forward to the hook. <laughs> If it's a 10, it's got to be good the whole way through. It is, but we ain't got time for all that. I don't know where the hook is. I don't know the song. Keep going. Oh. Right here. You better pop or you ain't black when the hook comes in. Well, I'm not black, and I'm talking about furthermore, she uh, right there was a hook, Mel. You had the temerity to come on our the hook was right there, and Mel. Say that if we gave "Fast Car" by Tracy Chapman a ten, we would give this a ten. Fuck no! This so Mel, play is, the hook. This is just some '80s sounding ass music. You didn't get to the hook. That, I thought you said that was the... right here. You don't know this. You this don't know might this might be a seven, no. seven plus. It doesn't sound bad, but oh, no, this ain't huh. this ain't the dang uh, music music porium. Okay, 
I sent the music, the Mocha Only featuring MF Doom, both versions, more suit, uh, if you want to play it for Jesse Bell. Uh-huh. I won't stand by you know, Tracy Chatmo, Fasco, Slando. I don't know what's going on. Uh... I've never heard this. I want to say this is MF Doom on the beat as well. No cream, no sugar, mocha only. Choke the microphone the way he low can choke a phony, won't he? Told him play a station like a broken Sony. Tenderoni phone, she'll only come and stroke the pony. That good loving deserves an uncle and a Tony. Rats in the hood bugging, they want more Robaloni. Chachi need to watch his bony, skinny Joni. Villain fitting the fattener up with minestrone. Been grown, chromoly skin tone. Wally rock the end zone, tap your toe or chin bone. The choice is yours alone. Seven plus. For the throne and to get the game song. Seven plus. Okay. Nice. No? We can move on. Oh, I ain't rate nothing. I was just. You have no thoughts? I heard something about baloney. I ain't ate either. So. You heard Balls Mahoney. If I pass out, I heard that too. Jesse, I was saying you're a hypocrite because you were saying, oh, we don't care about God Fahim and your old Drew. They're dropping too much. They got to slow it down. Oh, Mocha, Mocha only, only drops way too much music. Mocha only. This guy drops like three projects a month for like the past 17 years. Like, Yeah, I've never... Full disclosure, I'm semi-trolling. I've never heard a Mocha-only album. He's good. He's good. I have to say, he really is good. He, but the, the stuff I've heard is good. I'm not, he drops I'm not too much damn music. Mocha-only, but I'm saying, if you're someone who feels like no, he drops you don't have way time too much to damn listen music. to everything, and you're, these artists are too oversaturated, you can't be telling me he's better than Drake, because Mocha-only, I find his catalog to be like intimidating in a way that like you have to have the way me and Mel were in the cult for Charles like yeah, you have to be that tapped in yeah. to really know about his catalog in totality aside from like a joint here or there I will say if you're interested in a starting point I think the album is called like Carrots and Eggs we don't that's probably care. his best album no. but you know it, it's it's a lot of it's music. It's just way too many. Carrots and eggs? Yeah. Get well, you got that um, You got that Stephen A. Swift? I'm here to tell you, we don't care. Uh, I don't have it. I should. Nah. It's 1 a.m. Let's, let's close this shit on out. No, it's 3 a.m. So. Where were we? Hate it or love it, track nine. An hour later. <laughs> I love it. Nine minus. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Seven plus. Dang, my stomach hurts. I don't. Uh, seven plus. Okay. Your stomach hurt. You, you ate Your sanitizer. Hurt. I did. I ate resi- I ate like that, like that store brand fucking sanitizer. Was that Cardi Mel? My stomach hurt. It is, and that song's a classic. Or that snippet. It's not around. a classic. It is. Not okay. a classic. A stemmy hit. A stemmy hit. A stemmy hit. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. 
Yeah, we need to do that. Br- that might Bris be his Pace. best song. No, that's Cap. Okay, but we don't got that kind of time. Uh, Bris Pace. That shit is a rolling loud 10. Lipton. <laughs> Lipton. Yeah. This is the this is the brisket they sell at Taco Bell. The, the, this uh, needs to be the briskest pace of all time. Yeah, sponsored by New Nine More Dragon songs. Paradise Sparkling Ice. They're not tea. songs; okay. they're freestyles. Nine yeah. more things to talk about at <laughs> one a.m. Well, then right. rap worse, so I have less to say. Track ten, play your part. Mob, this is Mob Deep, Cobra. Yeah, Cobra Clutch, featuring Pharrell. Seven produced months. by Havoc, right? Yes. Well, presumably. Yes, produced by well, Havoc. Well, it could be Alchemist. He was producing a lot for them at this time. This was a Havoc beat. Uh, I just found this out today. I never heard this Cobra Clutch song before. Oh, really? I mean, I went to YouTube and played it. I love this beat because it sounds like an evil machine. You ever see The Mangler, Jesse? No. No? No. I don't care no. about no Mangler. No Mangler? <laughs> Like an evil laundry machine. Anyway. Uh, a word? Yeah, yeah, it's Wes Craven, I'm pretty sure. Oh, shit. Based on a short story by the king of horror himself, Stephen King. Going to see the Kang. She said she said she said she met a Kang. Yeah, where's, where's that damn Cajun man from True Detective? Okay, because that's that shit is classic. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Sam, where'd that drop go? I don't even know where to shoot. I just made uh, this it. features for real. I don't know if you mentioned yeah, that. I, I, I said that it's seven months. What? Uh, what's, what's y'all ratings? Uh, me? Yeah, eight flat eight. Ding me, baby. Eight plus. Ooh. Okay. <sighs> no. Uh, not a fan of the beat. Uh. We know about here. you. This had to go down and go back up. You don't uh, like the. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, what about the drums though? It's, it's a hard ass beat. It's a kick ass beat. beat. Shout out ass beat. Clap. Blog ever jumps too. <laughs> Such a crazy kick ass beat. Uh. Why is my notes say why is Ab Liva whispering like Young Chris? I don't like the verse because his is. Wait, what'd you give this? Seven minus. Flat seven. Seven minus. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, Pusha T's here to say you know uh, I was pushing, aka Brick James. Okay, that's that's good rapping. I don't give a fuck. All right, Brick James is fine. Brick James is great. Yeah. Um. Oh uh, yeah, I'm cold blooded. Similar watch, the rose flooded, the leather the yellow and the yellow. Did like you hear the lines after like that mustard. though, Mel? What what happened? Did you get the lines after Brick James? You can't touch this. Because the feds list of names. You huh? can't touch this is the sample from Rick sample James Super Freak. Freak. With the beat? Yeah. Oh my god, you ain't music. <laughs> You ain't music. And you Come ain't on. life. Really? I didn't notice. I really didn't. You can't touch this by MC Hammer? It's basically just the music loop. The biggest. It's, it's like the biggest rap song in the world. You've never heard MC Hammer, You Can't Touch This? I heard. I've, of course, I've heard the record. I didn't recognize that this was. We're not talking about play your part. We're talking about. Super Freak. 
Yeah. You're a super freak by Rick James. She's all right. She's yeah, all right. And you ain't life. You know when that? What happens when you press play on Super Freak, Mel? You this ha- this, this has to be tired, Mel. That's all it has to be. There's no, no way you didn't I, know that. I know because it would have been my notes if I recognized it, and I did. You can't touch this, Brick James. I'm cold blooded, which is also a Rick James song. Cold blooded. Okay. Yeah. I know. I know. Rick James. You didn't know you can't touch this. You didn't make that connection. I didn't recognize that the. I, I, you ain't life. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. We can't. No, play Super Freak. Actually, I don't have Super Freak. I'll play it right me. off we my phone. To, we, I got it on my phone. Oh shit! It's we're talking about two of the biggest man. songs in the world. Come on, you ain't got Super Freak. How do you not have Super Freak? Uh, the same way, like you don't have the Star Spangled Banner. Some things are so ubiquitous. <laughs> You don't think to have it. Okay, know? but how did you not make the Rick James Super Freak connection? With you can't touch I this. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. I was thinking about Hammer. And like I said, I didn't even know Hammer sample Super Freak. So let's I just move make on. That connection. Brisk pace. Brick James yeah. and Cold Blooded, yes. You don't get you can't touch this. The we, lines we, are going over his head. That's we, the problem. We, yeah. We can never say we know about Jesse ever again. That's not how that works. We all. know about Mel. We this know is about a, Mel. This is the very lines egregious. Are going over his head very frequently. This is very egregious. They're taking advantage of my depleted state, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm familiar with that. Yes, Super Freak. I know. He gonna play it again. <laughs> like this is worse than you critiquing John Cena for saying "Total Chaos" for the playoffs on a song you gave a ten. Do you hear you can't touch this in that? Yeah, now that you point it out, sure. Now that you point it out. I've known um, it since I was a child. It was like a P. Diddy Trackmasters level of sampling. It was just like blatant. They didn't try to hide the sample. Well, the more you know. Okay. It's a line. It's not like it's set. The beat doesn't sample it on this song. But it's it's the key to getting the full line. We know about them. The leather in that ass and yellow like cold mustard. Yeah. You know why he didn't get it, Moles? Why is that? Because they didn't point it out on that bad website. Hmm. They didn't annotate it. No, because here's the thing. When they do annotate things, I don't click them. Yeah, we know. So, no. Uh, we know. Sandman did nothing for me. Malice capturing my feelings on hip-hop for many years. Malice has the best verse on the song to me. Um, Perfect verse alert. He had to pick up a lot of dead weight that came before him. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, his... His verse is perfect to me. Oh, how lame. These redacted's in the game. They fucking with my hip-hop. Have you any shame? Bag it in that Ziploc. Move it on the plane like green eggs and ham. Move it on a train. Move it on a bus. Well, Federal Express it. 
Don't pick it up yourself from them unknown addresses. Acura legend graduated to the Lexus, to the SL5, to the Hughes and the necklace. I was Richard Gere. I had bitches breathless. You get it, Mark? Uh, That don't matter as much. It was a movie in the 80s, Breathless, featuring uh, Richard Gere. I I believe it was a remake of the... I I wasn't alive yet. Of the fucking Godard film. Mm. That don't matter as much. Uh... Yeah, it was it was the verse that the song needed to save it from oblivion. This is uh, also the song where I think you can make the argument that Pharrell's not a great rapper. Star Tracks to Black Pixar. We imagine Schaefer specializing in artwork videos or whatever. <laughs> the way yeah. he comes in, like it pops me. It doesn't bother me. It pops me I'm, too. If I'm yeah. being picky. Star tracks the black. Uh, no, it's the way he delivers it too. Like the pauses. Star tracks the black Pixar. We imagine shit for specializing artwork, videos, hit stars, record selling, just like dope, man. Then he kind of gets going a little bit, like a little yeah, less awkward. He stumbled time. in the door, but he figured. He it definitely out. stumbles in the door on this one. My least favorite Pharrell verse on a project. That um, I know a couple thugs, couple G's. I know a couple bloods, couple C's, R.I.P.'s. And they don't know you, so who you gonna go to? I saw that bullshit show too. Oh, this ever, one no one's survives to me. It's an identities and swagger. Come on. Like, the reason why this one is still a highlight on the whole tape to me, Malice has a perfect verse. It's one of my favorite Malice verses on the whole tape. And Pusher comes really close on here, too. I love his verse. Yeah. Just not as much as Malice. I think he did more with what he was given, you know? Or, uh, Jesse? Let's see here. I said, Brick James, you can't touch this. I'm cold-blooded. Uh, it was a 9-, minus, but Pharrell took this to an 8+. Plus. Okay. You agree it's his worst verse on the tape? Yeah. You know, Wayne Brady said, uh, y'all, better, y'all better thank Dave Chappelle, okay? Re-Up Gang better thanks Quips and Pharrell, okay? Because without them, this shit would have been a fucking six. Okay, maybe a five. Who knows? Well, we know about you. Mm, good. <laughs> Keep you can't give that beat here. a five. <laughs> this beat's classic. Mm. Mel ain't mob deep. This ain't Mob Deep. This came on. I'm like, Mob Deep. I was yes. shocked to find out it was Mob Deep. You know, they didn't make music that sounded like the infamous for their entire career. That's a damn shame. It's a good album. Uh, it's too late to still be talking about this, but that Rick James, you can't touch this thing, was quite egregious. Come on. Let's move on. It's egregious. Are we moving on? Yes. Track 11 Monopoly. I'll be uh, missing you as a sample. Right. Don't see. Where's that damn prince? Don't play me. Okay, we need to play that. Oof. We need that drop. Ten. All right. Wow. Wow. Okay. Ten. Maybe the most underrated prince song ever recorded. So good. 
Lyrically found. What album? The lyrics in the song do make sense. I'll see you ain't Prince. What yeah, album? It's, on it's, track, it's a disc four on oh, Crystal no, Ball. Oh, no, I didn't get that deep. Uh, Crystal Ball. Yeah, I stopped like early 90s. That's why it's the most underrated Prince song. See, that's yeah. why everybody stopped. Okay. What did Kendrick say? I everybody's stupid. <laughs> Listen. Don't Kendrick. play me. That's all you get. <laughs> okay, yeah. just that's a, that's Kid Cuddy and Mary J. Blige don't play the songs better than that. Fuck out of here. Oh my god. Jesse, also, uh, Three Chains of Gold. So underrated. Nine minus. Wow. Okay. Well, we do. We should do our ratings symbol. for Monopoly. Uh, oh, Monopoly. Yeah. yeah. Well, McDonald's yeah. should bring back the game, as we mentioned before last week on the Danny Brown episode. Yes. Uh, this is a primo beat. I'm, I'm familiar with it. It was an A mile. Did you, you ain't familiar? Do, 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 do. familiar. <laughs> it's the most boom bat beat, arguably, maybe on the whole project. Yeah, and I and I like that about it. In fact, I really like it. The first eight for me, eight minus. What the hell? What, what the hell? What do you mean? What the hell? What I the wasn't hey? expecting that. Well, guess that? what, Jesse? I'm matching them. Eight minus. Sting me, baby. Okay, uh, flat seven. Uh, oh, my God. I'm, I'm assuming, Moose, you may know, Mel, do you know the significance of them doing this? Uh, no. Uh, it's, it's in the chat. Infamous. Not in the chat, it's in the folder. Infamous uh, New York freestyle that they paid homage to. Uh, Monopolo, play it. Uh, it's only wait. like 30, 45 seconds. And, 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 man, man, I, this is like a top that. 10 New York freestyle. Uh, it's a shame he could rhyme, nigga, love crime. Every late night he outside with the nine. You ain't got chips, fuck the world. You got chips, you could fuck the next man's girl. Sound harsh, but they've been ripped apart. My world with thugs could rule. Selling crack was cool. Knocked off honey packs, bought stacks to school. No diploma, weed aroma, nigga, half coma. So those weren't even Ab Liva's bars? Keep in mind, he's from Philly, two hours away from New York, and that's how impactful that freestyle was. He paid homage. I'm not going to say those weren't his bars. He paid homage. Nah, nah. He wasn't intentionally stealing. He was paying homage. Like Everyone, everyone knew this. Every, well, listen, he, you most people knew. a few, but... This is in the D Block archives. Mel exposing himself as having not listened to my mix D Block archives. <laughs> it's out. like six discs. Yeah, it's six discs. It's on one of the Jadakiss discs. I'm busy rabbing. I can't listen to the mix. It's on disc two of the Jadakiss. Okay, it's a it's a top ten uh, New York freestyle. Like when the Locks uh, did the thing with the verses with uh, Dipset, they performed this, and it was a mixtape freestyle. It, it's it's. Leia. It's a New York like anthem, basically. 
That's what Abliva was back been. my uh, best fucking verse just... so far note for Abliva. I was lying to. This was his best verse, but he 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 bit he, like my favorite part of it. He doesn't have the best verse in the song. Pusha T does. And I when, didn't say and, on the song. It was his personal best verse on the tape so far. But now that I know he isn't responsible for my favorite part, I also think uh, Sandman. His voice sounds great on this beat. His flow, his voice. I'm, I'm a fan of him on here. He just he just sounds smooth as butter over the beat, but. Uh, four rapper dactids with a dope dealer swagger. But can you call it swagger if you still really bag up that push a T line? Yeah. He should probably, the, you know. To me, the reason this feels like a highlight is we've heard them, like, going pretty hard up until this point, even on Zen. Like, not bar-wise, but, like, energy-wise. This feels like a bit of like easing into things a little bit now, like smooth, more effortless, less labored in a way, like less of that hunger on display, more just cool, you know, comes to you naturally rap shit, basically, like, and everybody does their thing on here for me. This is what I remember hearing in 2016. Like, this was giving me those feelings that I remember feeling when I heard this tape for the first time. Um, this beat also gives so them far. a lot of room for their words to shine, whereas a lot of these industry beats up until then have been, like, louder, more aggressive, grittier. And it's, you know, like, the words you have to get, put more in to cut through. There's more open space on this beat, so their voices sound really good on it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's it it uh it made me scrunch my face up and laugh when when uh Sandman did the whole hoes love it. I smut them quick and make them nuts till they sick. Let them wipe off my dick, pull my dickies up, then I rub them on their belly because they shit beat up. Like <laughs> we know about you. I've never lived that life. Okay, I, I would never pretend that I have. But I, I very much enjoyed that that uh, sequence. Everybody brought it, okay? This is the promise of hip-hop. Friends on a beat, all killing it, okay? This is where Malice got that Wolfgang puck line off. You know, re-up gang, niggas sold a million plus, and I'm still in that kitchen like I'm Wolfgang puck. You know, damn shame, ain't it? Yeah, my love's tainted for the game, so forgive me if I seem a bit jaded. I ain't up on the latest in hip-hop news, you know? More concerned with my TikTok shoes. Come on, come on. You gotta gotta love when rappers see through the game and are able to relay it in a non-obnoxious way, okay? Like you said, they're cool. It's effortless. Like, we just, we just, we're in that flow state now, no pun intended. You know, and that's how you get your first eight of the tape from me. Okay. But Ab Liva, you, you a sucker. <laughs> no, I told you he's very tall. If he choke slams, he, I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop him. Okay. Okay. Well, he shouldn't be so, so sensitive. Okay. I know it's an homage. You know, homage. Okay. But Yeah. Wow, he goes to, he, you know, he gets you, he goozles you, he lifts you up, 
And before he drops you in the choke slam, Jada comes and takes out Ab Live's knee. Good. So Mel falls, but like he doesn't take the impact of the slam. And Jada starts beating up on Ab Live. I can't believe it! Jada can beat up on Ab Live! I can't believe it! And that's South P! South P! With a, with a chair! Styles P hits Sandman with a chair, you know. Meanwhile, you know, I feel bad because, like, Sandman gave me the hug. So, I, like, I hug Sandman while he's on the ground. You know, like, Eddie Kingston covering John Moxley in that fake barbed wire explosion bullshit they did. And then, uh, you know, Jesse, he's just looking around. He's not sure what's going on. But Sheik Luch comes with the ladder and just knocks Jesse down. And... I mean- Meanwhile, you know, once, Jerry the King Waller is just like, I don't know any of these niggas, uh, black man, Jr. You know, I told you what's going on in these Democrat cities, Jr. It's pure chaos. <laughs> this and, is the result know, of those Democrat ran cities. This is yeah. This is this is what he's talking about now, Kang. I don't know about all that. I think you've been watching too much of that OAN, but you need to watch some of this AEW on TNT and TBS. <laughs> I'll stick with Newsmax. <laughs> Suit yourself, Kang, but what is this? Oh, my God. Moles. Moles just turned on the Rehab Gang. Oh. He's taking off his Rehab Gang shirt. That's a G-Unit shirt. I knew he was just G-Unit all along. He's a G-Unit soldier. You can't be trusted. Not 50 Cent. Bucktooth Curtis sent him. He sent him straight from that Democrat city in New York, JR. <laughs> I think he's living in Houston, gang. That's a damn shame. <laughs> What's that shit called? Let some man do Roy, Jr. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that, King? I, I don't know, but it sounds great. <laughs> what, what, what is it? Uh, French can't French Quebec, whatever it is. I don't know. CBG said it one time, and I'm like, wait, that's a thing that, like, that's a saying? Like, I thought that was a liquor. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. You know how this goes. Uh, you're not a sucker, Abwiver. You're, you're, you're not a sucker. Well, it's your fault, Mel. Okay, you started this by saying all this bullshit. You started an international incident. Uh, hey, listen, he's not a writer. He's a biter for himself and others. The, and, the part uh, where he says um, the I'm the part, uh, that part of his rhyme, that is paying homage to Styles P as well from the same thing. Oh, I thought this was the I am the stone that the builder refused. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Mose, you know, you said you had a, a saying or something for CBG. Huh? You said something about a saying from CBG no, or something? No, he would say this Leche Mind Duar or whatever that 50 Cent's always hashtag and he tweeted right. it one time like, wait, that's not like a brand of 50 Cent's? And he was saying right. like, no, it's like French or some shit. I got a saying for uh, CBG. Gay coffin off and yum. What the fuck did you just say? You know about that move? What do you say? Gay coffin off and yum. Do I have to censor that? What is that? No, that it's Yiddish. Like some... It's Yiddish. This nigga's spitting incantations on our program. It's Yiddish. 
He ain't uh, Jewish. It means like go fly a kite, basically. Or at least CBG alone. It's a it's a Howard Stern like, classic, Gay Coffin Off and Young. Oh, you and this Howell Stern. We know about you. It's not okay. line stepping. It's just Yiddish talk. <laughs> Quoting the most line steppy show. Maybe in broadcast history. No, not in broadcast history. Get the fuck out of here. Radio broadcast it's, history? It's top five. Most What's more line stepping. I don't know. Infowars, like the fucking. Like, there are all oh, these yeah. I mean, like, all these shows that if people skim to one small part of our show would think that we're a part of. <laughs> yeah, was that Lim- Limbaugh? What are you doing at RIP Bozo? Limbo, okay. you know, uh, his he was Limbaugh, but now he's in Limbo. <laughs> asking him, uh, how low can he go? Well, he's in hell, so yeah. They said, Mel, really? I said, look. Okay, it's uh three fifteen in the morning. And that guy oh, was okay, an asshole. Though. And you he know what, guys? You, you you know fucking John Stewart. You know, and uh, Trevor Noah just left. James Corden's in trouble. I think Jesse should be the new host of James Corden. <laughs> Ain't that supposed to be Jesus? Oh, is that is that for real? He's 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 supposed to be hosting somebody. Yeah. No, oh, for real. Hosted? He did uh, Jimmy Kimmel. My main man, Dizo. Oh, brother. I just put it in the chat. <sighs> Yiddish. Okay, cocking off and y'all. Of course it has gay in it. It's not homophobic, this man, no. Jesse. This man. I learned this line years ago from my grandma who passed away. Yeah, Jewish grandma, so. Is is there is there anything left to say about uh spoiler the best record on the tape? Actually it's tied. It's a tie. Best record on the tape? To me? We know okay. about you. We fucking know about well, you. We know about you. You a Baltic Avenue ass nigga. Okay, I got that boardwalk. <laughs> What is that Monopolo hours? Okay. Oh, you ain't Monopolo, Jesse. You ain't board game. Balt. Yeah, it's too late for Baltic Avenue references. (laughs) (laughs) I know Baltic is is what purple. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Boardwalk is blue. I I know the colors. I would always try to get that Illinois Avenue, but someone would always take it from me. We know. Yeah. Had my eye on the property, but hoes take it from me. That's a dedication. It's too late, man. <laughs> it is. It really is. Uh, Remember I mean, in Ace Ventura, when nature calls Jesse, that uh, Ace Ventura, the titular pet detective uh, played by Jim Carrey, is in this uh, high society party and he sees a man with a monocle who he believes to be Mr. Monopoly. No. And uh, proceeds to make a fool of himself. No, the fiance loves that Ace Ventura, though. Well, then we discussed prepare, this before. Prepare to see uh, Jim Carrey climb out of the backside of a rhinoceros at some point in your life. Because he's going to do it. Is he a Canadian? 
Jim Carrey? Yeah, he's Canadian. Why do you think he was on Dawn FM by the Wico? Yeah, the he's Wico. over Drake. Of course he's over Drake. I don't know about all that. Alrighty then. Drake could never do the mask. Okay? Alrighty then. Drake could never do the mask. Period. End of story. That's why he's better. Jim Carrey is better. Okay. That's... Don't fall into the same trap you fell into with Jack Black and Jack Harlow. Alright. That little that little Canadian high school soap opera he was on ain't no acto. Okay. That's that's the that's a ten. Okay, not nine. The Degrassi theme song is a nine. Okay, yeah. That's I'm glad. Classic. I don't do no two full episodes of season no more. <laughs> and now it's you a see three folks. and a half tonight. Proud to see? pay. Proud to be demoted now. Proud, yes. <laughs> Proud demotion style. <laughs> Jim Carrey is not that know fire. What's best. We Can know we what's best for business. It. You wait, you're saying Jim Carrey's not that fire? I'm on Wikipedia. I follow what he's saying. I follow what's, what he's saying. In what regard? The mask is fire. Yeah, it's fire. It's amazing. Cable guy Nobody is decent. can do what he did on that. No, Cable Guy's highly underrated. Classic. It's decent. Ace Ventura classic. is classic. The Mask classic. is classic. It might stop there. I gotta be honest with you. I've never been a Dumb and Dumber fan. I'm like, dumb enough overrated. as it is, you know? I'm not a Dumb and Dumber guy. Liar Liar was fine. It was fun, you know, but it's not a rewatch type of movie for I'm me. I'm one at Jim Carroll. No. Yeah. Now, his roles on In Living Color, classic. But they have to show age terribly. In Living Color? Yeah. That shit is not that funny no more. Yeah, it might just be good. like the mass cable guy, Ace Ventura. He's a good serious actor. You don't like Man on the Moon, Andy Kaufman style? No. Hey, I was in that one. Mules, I was in that one. I'm playing myself. Oh, yeah, you do Jesus. play yourself. Uh, oh, some shit, ain't it? How is Jerry Lawler a presence in Rab HQ and also the greatest rapper, Jay-Z, and somehow Jerry Lawler's the less annoying presence here? Deuce Bigelow might be over Ace Ventura. I went to see Deuce Bigelow at my friend's, for my friend's birthday, like his mom and dad took us to the mall and we saw Deuce Bigelow and his mother was horrified at what we decided to all go see, I guess. Shout out Nori. He has a line that literally goes, I'm like Deuce Bigelow. And then the punchline is male gigolo. And that's it. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, are we are we done with Monopoly? This is what we've decided to dedicate the rest of our lives to, though. Yeah, I'm aware. It, it, the only way this works is if you don't remind me. <laughs> you just you gotta you just gotta do it. You stop and think too long about how crazy you are, and and you won't be able to be crazy anymore. So yeah, uh, you, you are we done? Would you want to keep going? Yeah, the fiance does not approve. 
Track 12, The Corner, uh, Common Beat, Flat 7. Moles and Malconnect, Flat 7. Uh, flat 8. This is my least favorite re-up gang freestyle on the tape. Is it just too on the nose? First of all, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I've never been that big of a fan of this beat. For the court. <laughs> wait, what did I say they were saying? We figured it out recently. Yeah. Uh, young Jeezy? Yeah, young, yeah. Young Jeezy? Yep. Alright, so we know about this beat already. I'm not the biggest The Corner fan. I think it's probably the worst song on B. Um... That's cap. Totally cap. That means why. I'm just never... It's it's too, like... Ugh. It's, it's stiff. It's stiff. Yeah. It's the best word I could use to describe it. Um, for me, on this one... And maybe it's a, another example, like... Where it's somewhat under like an underachieving situation for me and one of the enhancement talents went out but sandman has the best verse on this song for me it's his best verse on the whole tape in my opinion uh, um, he's he's the this is this was his moment for me malice came very close but sandman had the best one on here uh, um Pusha T and Ablava were fine. I just didn't find as much to like about what they were doing. Sandman wasn't no best verse, but his verse, I said, this is what they thought they were doing on the first two verses of uh, the Hate It or Love It freestyle. This was good anecdotal rap. Um, I thought so. Uh, Malice is doing Malice things, you know, as usual on this tape. You know, the damn... Uh, he really came close for me. It's just Sandman to me at the blow-away verse. Whether rapping a crack, mama's still proud of me. Using her good dishes, leaving them powdery. You know, uh, that was that was some good shit. Um, CEO was jive-talking, referencing the situation they were in. Pusha T, uh, I said he snatched you by the neck and brought me up close. This is how you rap and make uninvolved niggas feel it. Like I don't sell drugs, but this was this was I was up close and personal. You should see that motherfucking water boiling on the stove. Okay, I was hooked from that line. No pun intended. Uh, Richard Pryo reference, you know, Peoria legend. I put JoJo Dancer in flames. Well, he bought it. You know, classic uh, line. Yeah, uh, Abliva didn't. All that stood out to me is he said he was Hyman Roth. So yeah, that's all I got from that. Liva probably had the worst verse in the song. Yeah, he should have picked it up and we could have He got mentions Hyman and Roth a lot. He does? Yeah, he did that in another freestyle. And that's what I be... I told y'all about this nigga. Okay. It's what it is. Yeah, I, I, it's flat seven, though. If Ab Liva would have kept up, we could have got a seven plus. Maybe eight minus. You never know. But, yeah, Jesse... My notes say everyone is better than Common who cannot fucking rap, at least not up to oh our standards. Oh, God, not this. Oh, my not God. This. Troll notes. 
No, we're not doing this again. I almost okay. prefer the Jesse Rab Express notes. Yeah. All right. Let me guess. Don't nobody uh, care about no well, folks in the most. And let me see. Guru sucks too. Premier's not good. What I else? never said Guru sucks. You started. You almost went there, but I think we shut it down. No, I said <laughs> he wasn't. Some of his line wasn't making sense. He's a legend. I got Guru over Common. Jesus Christ. I couldn't be mad at anyone who has Guru over Common, especially considering Common is still making music for the past 15 at years. At least not up to our standards. He cannot fucking rap, Mel. Resurrection Review out now. He's one of the greats. Yeah. I know you feel a connection uh, to him because that Chicago is close. No. no, I don't Y'all claim can't. How do you explain the fact that it's a No Skips album for me? I don't live in No Chicago, and I don't even musically, really like Musically, you love it musically. You don't let him raps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. All right. Y'all can't. Are we moving on? I'm ready to fucking move. rap. Yeah. Y'all can't. At any time. Okay. Uh Track 13, I'm a Hustler, Cassidy, Freestyle, obviously. Another flat seven. Eight we minus. Damn I'm, killing the, I'm killing the I, game tonight. This is the one time where I can say, Pusha T, nobody came close in terms of who has the best verse. Perfect verse alert. Nine minus. Perfect verse alert for Pusha T. Wow. Nine minus. Okay. Yes. And this On the strength the of Pusha T alone. Record. This kills Cassidy on my Cassidy has no classic songs, I don't think. I like AM to the PM. But I'm not a I'm not a Cassidy song. I'm not a Cassidy fan. It was the more like B side record to I'm a Hustler, I think, but fuck Cassidy, okay? This is a classic. This push a T verse out of control. Uh let me see. Well, before he showed up, I will say Ab Live redeemed himself from the previous record. He was always that good, though. I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler, homie. 97 yeah, he, had bricks by the muffler. Oh, he was always that good, Mel, on this tape. Nah. <laughs> nah. Uh, I will say, because it's been happening a lot on the tape, but he's doing that thing that I guess East Coast rappers do where they can't say nigger, they just end up saying it with the hard R. So he was like, nigger, rewind to the pedals off. I'm just like, all right. That was felt, you know, offensive, but hey, you know, if that's how you talk. Uh, but yeah. Vicious with the verse, in. I'm as genius as Ray. You redacted seeing nothing yeah. on the zine get it like out. Ray. Yes, Ray is blind. The first two. What, the, mentioned the, the right. Zenith, Zenith or whatever. Yes. Uh, it's a TV company. Like Ray. Ray. Uh, Raekwon? He, he, oh, fuck first, that, motherfucker. That's Ray. Yeah, ex- exactly. Oh, and you ain't rap. <laughs> you ain't rap. The first two references were to Raekwon. Okay. Black Hand, White Keys, I seen that some Ray was Ray Charles. Yes. Got more white in the hood than the KK. How you gonna sigh and then still get it wrong? <sighs> yes, he, he was blind. <laughs> Why no blind? 
listen, hold on. This man said the Grand Wizard or that Almighty, Almighty Blizzard. Blizzard. My yeah. numbers come scissored. I'll be where they breeding lizards. Okay. Well, that's the what? Goofy guy ain't been out in two. Okay. Come on, man. Uh, you're wrong, by the way. The blindness comes in. Y'all seen this. That's where that's supposed to, you know. What? Wordplay. Wordplay, nigga. Visions with the words. I'm a genius. Black Ray. white keys. Y'all seen this. I'm Ray. He's talking okay. about Ray Charles. I know that, but Ray Charles is blind. I asked you about the first two. You said, yeah, he's blind. Yeah, we don't care about no Raekwon. <laughs> exactly. Okay. But this is the good stuff. Fluish, fluish, the hues is the newest. Sick as shit, the chain is so gratuitous. That's what I like. I like that. Push your tea paid homage it, to Raekwon. Bake it, then you cools it. Cool. Treat it like them whiteies at Nike and just do it. Do it. <laughs> Hot as me, fuck nah, they mockery. Flows get quarter like Socrates philosophy. Socrates philosophy. Did you just yawn? G-A-N-G. No, no I'm speaking through talking. Yeah, no, you was like, like Socrates. <laughs> let's go back to that Ray thing. The first two Perfect. was the Ray let's one. Not, God no, let's not. We don't need Genius to Genius is Ray. But yeah, Ray one ain't good to Mel only. No, we know about him. We know about you. because he say shit you don't understand don't mean that he nice, okay? We know about you, okay, super freak. I am a super freak. Excuse me? Because he say shit, it don't mean that he nice? I, I remixed it. Okay? From the man that plays no, Super Lupe Rap 2? You don't understand. Okay, That is not a... We're you not telling yourself right constantly, you're a weirdo. Okay, Sandman, he popped me because he mentioned that old headache brand buffering. Okay. Pizza Boy fans, y'all know about that buffering. Okay. Uh, you could just say but, Sean. <laughs> yeah, just saying it's crazy. Uh, Who? Yeah, I know when Pornhub is buffering. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, so does Sean. So does he. <laughs> oh man! Oh yeah. fuck! We're just shooting tonight, huh? We just shooting. We shooting. Uh, Someone get James has... here. Oh fuck! Malice, he's doing his good good drama. Gravitas, okay. Bigger they are, harder they fall. Conspiracy theory, a life behind bars. When faced with time, they telling it all. That's the risk that you take playing neighborhood czar. Okay? Playing the bizarre Mike Fratelli. Yeah, play, playing bizarre Mike Fratelli, okay? Uh, you know, modern day African capturing slaves. I mean, he's talking that talk. All right. It's, it's good talk. On any other talk. song, he'd be coming close, but Pusha T is just electric on this one. Mel, what is it, if you got a question, save that for Clue. The board game? <laughs> DJ Clue? That was Are you what guessing? I was or? Something about DJ Clue. Are yeah, you guessing? I heard the line. I figured, yeah. Oh, okay. He, he goes by the question mark, man. We can move on. Okay. Uh, you have nothing for... Anybody else? Track 13? Going once? Going no, twice? I said perfect voice alert. That was all? Okay. I mean, I think uh, that this is... I mean, there's other songs where I feel like it's just as good, if not better, than the originals. But this one just blows the original out of the water. I never want to hear I'm, I'm a Hustler ever again. Yeah. Going back to that FedEx See, yeah, factory. Yeah, that was a yawn, because you just did it. Yeah, well, that, It's yeah, fucking one thirty. Going back to them FedEx factory nights. It's legal. Yeah, uh, going yeah. back to them FedEx factory night that we hear Cassidy drinking my two-step on the radio, and I hated my life. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear it. Yeah. That and fucking uh, 
what was the shit? Movement by myself. Oh, fabulous. Oh, I hate movement by myself. Fuck movement by myself. <laughs> yeah, you make me fine. better. Uh, yeah. Drink in my two set. I just remember like obnoxious Swiss beats on that one, like more than yeah, usual. Hey, I got my drink in my two step. Yeah, it was it was it's a shitty on, time. It's on, it's on, and I'm, and on. I'm on. Get the patron, get the patron, patron that is on. Yeah, Cassie, talking about put the put the weed in the air and get stoned. Yeah. <laughs> what a dork. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man. Okay. Uh, all right. Are we moving on? Yes, we have to. Five songs. Okay. Track fourteen, Daytona five hundred. Uh, Ghostface, right? Yep. Mel's rap. He's redeemed I'm himself. Right. All previous sins have been forgiven, and I'm right. Five he guys. said Ghostface, right? Like he had to guess. <laughs> no, no. We know. No. Seven minus. What did you give the original Daytona five hundred, Mel? I'm curious. Uh, what did I give it? Just for uh, shits and giggles. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta scroll. Wait a minute. I gave it a flat seven. You gave it a nine. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you like that one better than this? Yeah. I guess uh, you owe Raekwon an apology. Oh, shit. What's your rating on this song? I'm Draytona 500. Yeah, Draytona 500. Eight minus. Give me baby. Okay. Uh, eight plus. This is one where I'm going to say, unlike the last song where it was nobody coming close to Pusha T, everyone did their thing on this because of the way it's structured how quickly they're just kind of like dropping these four bars and letting the next guy go. Nobody got anybody on this to me. Everyone just did their thing. I know the Daytona 500 is, you know, race cars, but I thought of like the way they're the structure, like four and then you pick up and then the next guy, it reminds me of them baton races, you know? Uh, Yeah. Push first one was whatever push shows up with, Maybe the biggest pop in terms of comedy for me on the tape when he uh, said, uh, turn wheel and the drive to win, like uh, into the wheel, the driver's in, speed cracker, pink neck, like lobster skin. (laughs) (laughs) Making fun of white people's skin is great. Okay. All right. The REUP emerges the Royal Four. I'm like, okay, okay. Matt was talking that good oatmeal interior. Okay, I like I like when rappers talk about interiors. Okay, they're usually very inventive. Uh, Sandman doing his flowing, you hiding behind flows again. I, I I know I know his game. Yeah, but I, you don't know about hiding behind flows because we heard some of those Pizza Boy flows, including the one on my album. No, I was I was flowing by then. It was just art rap flows. Okay, not 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 them damn. Uh, <laughs> Not them damn, uh, you say fat chance like a rapper on a plane using two seats. And taking two seats, yeah. All right, listen. <laughs> That's a burial. I was writing WCW in the air with my hands while I was recording my verse for that one. No. Uh, yeah, what, what did they say? Uh, 
at Wiva. I was on a, I was on a blender going to November. It's torn, but I rendered because I was worried about the tender, the money, the cars, the fan, the bitches, and that. He's not saying nothing incredible. Be- beating but down Mel is not well. doing it just like the just justice to this. I, I was gone in November, and I was cop in November. And I was he was really funny. Yeah, but like out. I said, he hiding. He hiding. It's okay. Who who they is both it? Hide. Who is Sand it? Man. Everyone's <laughs> hiding. Everything single one. Rock Kim, Big Daddy Kane. KRS One, <laughs> Cool G Rap, they're all hiding behind the flows. You know why? Because they're not funny. They're not cool. They're not like my main man, Pigeon John, babies. Uh, what? What does Pigeon John have to do with this at 1.38 in the morning? <laughs> I'm saying everyone hides behind shit when they don't have no personality or real sh- substance to their character, you know? You know who's the least hiding I've ever seen? Ka. Ka has never hidden. He doesn't hide behind a beat. He doesn't hide behind flows. He just says the words. Great man. Uh, Thank you, Moles. I appreciate that. (laughs) 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 Yeah! That was a good guy impression. That was good. Uh, I would be happy to know. It's uh, as Marlon Brando in the Godfather remake. Yes, yes. I'm telling you, we need a green lit. Ka, Ka is can't refuse. <laughs> Ka is the man that to be. He is. He is the next Marlon Brando. He is the next Godfather. Don Corleone. Don, Don Ka, Ka Leone. Oh yeah, Don Corleone. Okay, that's that's what we got. Uh. Oh, brother. These are Kai hours for sure. 3.39 a.m. That's when you should be listening to him. Uh, Malice is making good threats. You Malice know, his, at the his, palace. Yeah, Malice at the palace. And, you know, all you hear is click, fucking with the click. It's the click of the gun noise. You know, his wrists don't tick. You know, them expensive watches, bust downs and everything. When you do your shit. Uh, push a T, pour Chris down her throat to the horse sick. Yellow rappers hit the floor, give him jaundice. That's aight. That's aight. You know. Uh, but uh, he picked back up good imagery to end that little four bar. Uh, have live and telling lies again, taking his place upon the throne. You ain't got no throne. Yeah, more like Avalia, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where's the damn, you know, yeah. All right. Yeah, it's just a nice back and forth between all of them over this, you know, with seven minus. Because Ab Live and Sandman, it's like the race. We, we need we, the MC8 drop. Which one? Wake your, Wake your punk asses up. up. Are you? <laughs> no, I have it. I have it. It was my alarm clock in college. I got it. Hold on. My roommates hated me for that, for the record. Uh, you know what your roommate said to you when that thing went off? What do you say? Well, don't you shut the fuck up, Mel. <laughs> oh man yeah you know see. what the roommate uh, said when that went off what do you, what do you say this redacted can't sleep <laughs> Megan's brother uh yeah here it is this is my this is my alarm in in uh, college in 2012 wake your punk ass up Wake your punk ass up. 
wake your punk ass up. Perfect loop. I had a perfect loop. That's a nightmare. It's, it's not a good <laughs> alarm clock. Is low vibration. That's too. It is. That's too violent. Yeah. It is. You, you know what I used to wake up to? You know. You know what I used to wake up to, Jesse. No, but I had to stop. I had to stop it. Because it was like really, it was getting to be too much. I I think I've played it on the show before, but fuck it, we're in that zone right now. That zone, zone, zone. Mel knows this one, okay? I do. This is this is when I know it's time to wake up. Monte Carlo. Yeah, I told you, I want somebody to rape my body. That's what it sounds like, unfortunately. What are we doing? But that's why I had to stop. Because <laughs> I, I, I had to stop making it my intro. My well, Not my intro. That's crazy to call your alarm clock your intro. That's the bar. Oh, yo, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, just yeah, everyone did right their there. thing on this one. I don't think there's a clear winner for me. It's just based on the nature of the verse structure, I guess. Yeah. Anything else, Jesse? No, it's just that I love everyone playing off of each other. <laughs> pause. <laughs> you know, pause. Yeah. Uh, okay. The Daytona 500, Pusha T and Malice are speeding around the track. Adwiva and Sandman, they they make a lot of noise. They rev up, but they don't go nowhere. They burning rubber. Okay, That's we know do. about you. So we can move. Nah, on. my good friend, my good personal close friend, the Sandman. I'm behind his car, and I'm like helping push as well. Jesus, <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna die. You know, but I could see like push a throwing a banana peel out of his car, and I like slip. You know. Mario Kart. Oh, there was this guy at the clip show. I can't remember if it was that one that I talked about or the one where they came back a few months later. But there was a guy there in a clips apron. And I so badly wanted this apron. And I'm like, where'd you get the apron? And he's like, I can't say. And it's one of those situations where it's like, oh, you're going to be a damn apron. Right? Like, you're going to be a fuck about this apron. And. You know, he wouldn't give up any of the details about where this promotional apron came from or where I would maybe oh, be able to acquire boy. one. Fuck off. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, get coughing off and yum to him. God. All right. That just means, uh, like, go fuck yourself, basically. We know. You so why do you tell CBG go fuck himself? Uh, it, it was late. I don't know. I was just talking. <laughs> It's still late. Yeah. All right. Oh, look. CBG, I'll take it back. 
Thank you. That's okay. nice. good man. He's busy. He's doing all these God Fahim and Drew projects right now, okay? Yeah. Alright. You're Track a good 15. man, Charlie Balluscagun, whatever his name is. Charlie Baltimore? <laughs> Instead of Charlie Brown. No. Instead of you're a good man, Charlie Brown. Wait. You're a good man, Charles Blosk again, or whatever his name is. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Uh, what what do you Stop what do yourself. you say what do you say to someone who's gotten to but they're they're reading a comic strip? No, it's too late. Salpina, salpina, <laughs> salpinas. Gotten to explain the joke. It's salty, is, you know. This is this is oh uh, no no four <laughs> minutes. <laughs> This is now Jesse five five minus because Jay's Prince doesn't make Jay's Prince doesn't make sense. That shit was that shit was four hours ago. So oh my god! All right, we gotta we gotta we gotta move on. All right, we're almost done, guys. We're almost done. Chill out. You know, we think we... I don't know about y'all. I think I'm big and bad until it's 3.47 in the morning and I'm, exactly. five, I'm just like, I am not that nigga. Look, I'm taking pleasure in this because didn't Jay say he was coming back at the end of the show? I'm trying to, like, ruin his night. Maybe we can stall him out. Yeah, yeah, we can stall him out. Okay, uh, well, I don't know. I can't. I gotta go to sleep, y'all. It's, I gotta go to work. I gotta put some stuff together. I, let's move on, Track 15 may be interlude. Uh, this is the interlude. It's Pusha T talking. Flat seven. Seven minus. Do me, baby. Yeah. It's funny interlude. Flat yeah. seven. Maldo, fuck off. I killed the game tonight. <laughs> Maldo interlude. Ain't yeah, no way he's he going is, higher than me. All he's is talking about begging Pharrell to put the verse on the tape and he yeah, calls him headache. This is a yeah. verse he is trying to save for his album, but he begged him to put it on the tape, and he said, "Stop asking if I write his raps." I don't. He, write my brother writes all man. of his raps. And yeah. uh, see, was that the exact verbiage he used? My brother writes all his raps. Because I, I think he was just man. nobody my on my team. On okay, because I thought if he said my. My my brother writes all of his own raps. It could be a don't even ask me how. Like yeah, malice. Wow. But uh, uh, no, the thing is about this. I think it's funny because I've never considered that Pharrell had Pusher writing for him. He's not that good of a rapper for me to be like. All right, who's writing for this guy? I don't know about yeah, you. So I, he's never struck me as a oh, never who's writing for this guy type of guy. Pusha T wouldn't talk about that Pixar shit. So, also calling this the Maybe remix is hilarious to me because you know Maybe by NERD is sampled in this, but it's really just a freestyle. Did over... we rate that yet? Are we still in the interlude? We're still in the interlude, but uh, huh. I'm just saying a freestyle over Elevators by Outcasts. So. Right. Uh, we can move on and get into the actual freestyle. Track 16, maybe. 
Uh, yeah, it's over Elevators by Outkast, and it's a Pharrell solo record, and it's a fucking eight minus. No, we Tied for you. favorite song on the tape. Okay. We know about you. What? I ain't Tyler. I just like this record a lot. Flat seven, uh, Ding Me Baby, tied with the corner for my least favorite actual takeaway. Seven minus least favorite song on the tape. We know what you give Mel. elevators, Mel, on the Outcast review. We didn't do AT Aliens yet. Oh, no, that's right. Elevator. <laughs> When we do do it, it's probably like an eight plus, maybe, maybe nine minus. So you don't you don't prefer this to elevators? You just think it's a dope freestyle? No, it's a dope freestyle. Emo mouth. Uh, <clears throat> he's talking about dear hip hop, although he doesn't really talk to hip hop about anything hip hop will want to hear. I don't think, but yeah, it's just Pharrell doing his Pharrell talk, you know, about his fancy clothes and how different he is. Uh, you know, he says some rappers would never, it was like tor- Torbion of this shit, like Mozart and Bach B. You show you what time it is, niggas watch me, my falsetto's been hot, like the Sopranos five seasons, all uh, all beats grinding sounded like fronting, niggas is reaching. Was somebody saying that grinding sounded like fronting? I think they were just they saying the Neptune's alike. beats all sound alike, which, you know, they had uh, signature the sounds. That they don't, right. Okay. But, you know, they're obviously very versatile yeah he's you know i honestly feel like this is why i give it a flat seven i just find it a bit aimless at points i like it i obviously like the beat it's great outcast record i think pharrell does a good job overall but he just kind of like goes in and out of losing me sometimes Uh, he he threatened to he didn't threaten to lose me. It's just I don't care about no beatos. But I, I pop for uh I never run into tabloids. No. Now everybody keep asking me about Khalees. She's dope with or without me till I die. That's what I speak. I never run to the tabloids and run around here grinning. I'm a peaceful Rolls Royce driving black John Lennon. It's like okay. Very Pharrell line, but I pop for it because it was it was Pharrell, you know. Uh but we don't care about no John Leno. But best of love and rest in peace, because he got shot, right? Uh, his R. Kelly reference. His favorite. He says group favorite group: White group. Stripes, R. Kelly, Kanye, and Outkast. It's like okay, uh, only two of those people are groups, right? You know, it was odd phrasing, but it made me like it more because imagining a group of all those people, <laughs> you know, a molester, an anti-Semite, uh, two hip hop legends, and some white niggas. But you oh, know what? You know, you know, I'm popping big for you and me, babe. Ice cream and BBC. BBC. Just because we skate down the road, road. don't mean we can't slam Phantom Doves. That's that's a good that's a good mixtape hook. Nice little flip of the original chorus. And yeah, honestly, like if Pharrell was came a little tighter on this one, I would have liked it more. I feel you because we know that he'd be slipping and sliding sometimes, but I. I like what he's talking this about. almost would have gotten over. It would have gotten over bigger for me on the DJ drama mixtape that he did, which we reviewed on Patreon. Right. Way back in the day, yeah. But like on this tape, with the caliber of rapping that we get, I'm judging it against that, you know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Shout out to him. Uh, 
sticking with it. You know, early on when he was sitting on the shelf, you know, being a Ralph Lorenic nerd, Nori, you know, gave him placements and everything. Uh, My samples couldn't clear and I couldn't rock aware. All that. Um, This is not a good bar, but I still pop. Uh, put my big bang in your black hole. I'm Stephen Hawking. Lines of one. Maybe one of the worst <laughs> lines I've ever That's what I'm talking about. It's like, he'll, he'll get me going and then he'll say some shit like that, you know? Well, right after, if the mind is full of water, can you believe I'm believe walking on your thoughts? Trust me, niggas, what I've achieved, achieved is awesome. Is awesome. My readers, you think you know me, proceed with caution. Oh, eternal sunshine of a spotless mind. You lost him. I cried when my grandma died. Bob says, Ja saves. If Ja is short for Jesus, then I'll sing what Bob says. Uh, I mean, Ja is God, right? <laughs> I mean, Who? Jesus is. I know Ja will. <laughs> he ain't God. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jaheim? No, fuck him. Fuck, fuck that motherfucker. That's Jaheim. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's good. He's, he's, he's skating. He's Who? skating on I know John Moran. I respect him. Glad we, we whooped his ass last season, but I respect him. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then he he brings in the, the nerd song, the NERD song. Yeah, but it's Maybe. like, it's pitched up. It's like sped up. Is it? Oh, is it sped up? Yeah, it's like, it's kind of sped up, and then it goes right back into the Outcast beat. This ain't no Maybe remix. That album is a perfect takeaway for me. What, Fly or Die? Yeah, that's one of my favorite albums. It is their best album. Uh, Yeah, Uh, Jesse, you got anything else? Although I'll say, you know what, Off Seeing Sounds is still my favorite NERD song. Even though that's Mules not my favorite album. put me on to that, and it's been in the playlist ever since. I was at, Mules put me on, and then I put my cousin on. I mean, that song's That's in 10. his playlist now. We, I've been naming a lot of 10s tonight, but that's a 10. Yeah. I don't know about no 10. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. He has a lot of songs that sound like that. Uh, oh, see, you the critics he was talking about. Yeah, I ain't I no critic. Front and sound the same. Yeah, I'm a bigger for all mark reason. than you are, Mel. You are. <laughs> uh, notes say for all overkill, but I understand because this was the in my mind rollout. He was a little too arrogant on here. This is being a rapper. You know? No, don't nobody care I, about. Daddy I loves you, Black girl. Radio. Okay, but you know what? It's it's the people who rejected this. They're the reason we got fucking Curious George hat wearing Pharrell. I'm happy. That's because of the people that rejected In My Mind. And I know it's not you, because you love In My Mind. Shut the fuck up. Whenever oh I hear that goodness. song, I think about Wendy's because, like, I was going to Wendy's a lot when that song came out. I think I said this <laughs> on the show. I recently heard yeah. it while I was eating a bagel at the bagel store, 
and I yeah. wanted to like it. I was like, now's my chance to hear it with a few years removed from actually last hearing it. And now's the time to appreciate it for all that maybe I overlooked when it was just too big. And I got to tell you, I still feel the same level of detachment. The song is an eight. Oh, it was run into the, the best, damn ground to where I hated it, but that ain't no Pharrell music. Okay. And that funny thing is the NERD album that came out like right before that, nothing was terrible. I mean, how do you come off those first three albums and then give us that shit? Let me see what's on. Nothing. The best, the best thing about happy is magic Johnson dancing to it. At like his house or whatever. So I mean, I couldn't. I didn't think they'd be able to do worse than that. But then they drop. No one ever really dies, and I only like the first two tracks on that thing, and the rest is just a garbage pile. What is uh party people? All the girls standing in the line at the bathroom. No, that's everyone. Everybody knows party people is what I need. What I need is that girl there. Oh, that need, shit is I ass. Is that girl there. Okay. Party people! Life as a Fish is cool. Inside of Clouds is cool. Life as a Fish is fucking Tyler the Creator core. We don't want to He that. rapped on it. Yeah, I know. Cool. Yeah, it wasn't a lot on this beat, on this album. Because yeah, it's not, it not good. And then the next one, I challenge you to find something after track two that's good. Oh. Lemon with Rihanna, good single. Deep Down Body Thrust, I think it's called, track two, is the closest to a Fly or Die era N.E.R.D. song that I'd heard in a while. Everything else was a pile of shit. I like Don't Do It. Oh, great. Very bad music on there. Like, they started making, like, M.I.A. music, basically. It was like M.I.A. meets Future. We know about her. We know about you. No, I'll make this about me. Miss okay. Muggles, let's have some tacos. M.I.A. <laughs> I'm Hermione Granger, some butter bean, whatever the fuck that was. Butter beer, Jesse. Oh, butter oh, yeah. beer. Was, it's 2 a.m. Yeah, I was rapping that. I was rapping that bullshit. I was. I was. Oh, yeah. That's more you gotta more. love a, a nice butter beer, right, Mel? Never got to have one. Regrettably. I ain't missing them. Says the non-butter beer haver. Correct. And I ain't even on that potto. Mel, do you feel like at this point you can't get it because of all the shit? Like, a little bit, the, yeah. Like it's gonna like that like that one butter beer is gonna something like seventeen cents is gonna go in that lady's pocket or something. Yeah, fuck, fuck J.K. Rowling, Bubba. Okay, what did she do? What did she do? I don't pay attention. Oh, Chance, what did she do? I heard something. Everything, fo- every like apparently like uh, according to Mel. Now I don't look into this because it's not yeah, really I don't look my in. deal. But apparently. She's been making fun of the Jews underneath our big noses this whole time. Oh. Okay. And I didn't know. She made us evil bankers with big noses. Very common anti-Semitic trope. In the Harry Potter stories? Yeah, I guess so. 
I thought, see, here's the thing. That I saw wild. all the movies. I saw all the movies. And at the time when I saw them, I'm just like, oh, look at these little elves. Like, I didn't know what was <laughs> going on, you know? Like, Damn, I didn't wow. see it that way. But when she you when things start to, basically when you start to find out, like, oh, she hates transgender people. She hates black people. Then all the shit kind of starts to coalesce. And it's like, oh, all right. She was doing the Jewish bankers controlling them. Okay, got it. Mel put me on to this this JK. Man, we fucking know about her. Who? I know J.K. Simmons. Uh, he's great. All right. Anyway, what? what oh, I know Richard Simmons. Uh, shout out to him. Who? I know. Thanks for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Oh. <laughs> uh, I heard that guy made a call that shouldn't have been played. Oh. Fuck it. Play it. Play it. State 010. Are we? Are we? Uh, are we done with this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Moles, you ready? Sure. Track seventeen, one thing. It's a Marie freestyle, and it's a flat seven. Seven plus, ding me, baby. Jesse. This is Russell Simmons. Oh my God, come on. I like Anne Marie. She's blazing like I like my woman. Oh my uh, get out of here, Russell. Uh, A minus. Hey, I kicked him out. Oh, no, not Kevin Gates. No, Is we can't Marie, have all these people in here. Am I hollering at someone named Marie? <laughs> uh, we're so close to the finish line and all the characters want to show up. Maria, yeah. Maria. <laughs> <laughs> I would fuck Amory. Would you fuck a Kevin Gates? Uh, I look her ass crack. I don't know if I would go that far. <laughs> I she has the model shape that crack. I like. I wouldn't lick her asshole. I'd just lick the crack, get the sweat. But, oh, God. Uh,. I want to taste the sweat. Russell Simmons. Uh, oh, I, probably, I just looked it up. She's forty-two. She's too old for me now. Russell, back in the day, back in the day, I would have fucked her. I'm a loop. Nigga, Russell Simmons, you old. Pretty soon, you gonna have people with a nursing home, and you you gonna be, family gonna visit you. I like young and models. They gonna now. ask you. Oh, no, you old as hell, and they gonna ask you what what that nurse do, and you gonna tell them. Uh, Japanese girl named Lee, man, take good care of me. You're a liar. Yo, she's so deaf, man. Wipe my butt. Wipe your butt, okay? Because you're old and nasty, and you're done. Your time is done, okay? That was the true story, man. That was that was about a young model I was fucking. You gotta fuck as many as you can. Shut up, Kevin. Okay, I love you, but it's, it is nasty hours. But we gotta finish this thing, okay? And the allegations uh, yeah. were all false. Now that I'm back from Bali. I'm sorry, did I give my rating A minus? Would you like to suck this turtle's dick? I'm not doing that, Kevin. No, not now. Snapping turtle. (laughs) Okay, we'll go talk to that 
grandma on Twitter that found one in her front yard or whatever. A snapping turtle. Turtle in my yard too. Okay, this song, folks. Who make this Who? quick? For I know you. Lisa Turtle. I would have fucked her. It's a flat seven. I'll be honest. I'm just a mark for this beat. You could, you could. Oh, like, this is a classic beat. Rich Harrison. You could fart on it, and I wouldn't care, and it'd still be a takeaway. I just, you could do anything on this beat, and I'm gonna like it. I'll be honest. He wasn't uh, gonna do like a ton of stuff in rap, obviously, but I still feel like Rich Harrison got not enough work during this time. He did work with Beyonce. He worked with Amory extensively. He's a guy I wish got more credits in R&B around this time. Yeah, this is a this is an all-timer for me. It's a classic uh, piece of production. Amory, yeah. I mean, the song itself, one thing would be higher, honestly, for me. Yeah. Like, I'd give the song, like, an eight. It's, I it's actually probably, like this less than the original song. Yeah, it's it's but probably an eight plus for me. This is a seven plus yeah. for me. Um, oddly enough, I mean, I think Pusha T is the most pop on here. Like, he's the most I could envision this verse on an actual one thing remix. Perfect verse alert. Pusha T? Yeah. Like he's got the most economical verse from yes, like a that's from like word, a right. songwriting perspective. I that's actually really like Sandman on here as well. He worked oh, a yeah. lot better for me on here than you would expect Sandman to work on the Amory remix. I, I he was doing you know he glow. He will like the wheels on that oh tie oh five that ain't no I said shut up flow man <laughs> okay well he was that rapping rapping he that was the difference between him and Pusha like Pusha came on to do a verse for Amory's one thing as if he was almost being asked to do it for real yeah and Sandman's going in on the re-up gang mission basically even though it, yeah. it was almost made clear like. The mission's basically over. We're just having a, like a nice time right now. Yeah. So it's in between for those two, for me. But yeah, everyone everyone does what they're supposed to do on here. I would just prefer one thing though, which is rare on this tape that I'd say like I'd outright just prefer to listen to the original. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's, that's a fucking record, man. That's a stone cold. Man. Oh man! And a boom, <laughs> Jesse. You know about Rich Harrison? Rich Harrison. I know Harlow Harrison. <laughs> Who? I know Harrison Ford. You don't know Harlow Harrison now, Mel? Uh, whatever. You know Harley Race. You know Harlow Harrison. If I know her, <laughs> I did not expect Mel to make a Harley Race <laughs> reference. Jesus Christ! I do. I know. Yeah, you know about Harlow yeah. Harrison. I love to call about her. Oh, okay. It's oh, is a point. I was, I was thinking about what's her name. It's uh, them hours. It's another Harley. What's her name? Harley Dean. Uh, yeah, so I was thinking about. God, yeah. Who? Bang, at Bang Harlow on Twitter, people. I just found her. Bang Harlow. Isn't that Mel's alt account? Why are you... Wait, Mel, please stop. 
Stop it. Okay. Ah. So what you call it? The bio says I'm back. 34G mommy milkers. It's them hours. Okay. Uh, Listen, is that is that uh, Harley Harrison's bio or the uh, the new uh, Resident Evil DLC where you get to play as the tall woman with the big tits? Everybody wanted her to step on them and all this other freak shit. Yeah, that's uh, what they wanted. And now, and now look at them. Okay. Eight minus. I just put it in Dead. the chat. Eight Dead. minus. Okay. Eight uh, minus. Yeah. Yeah. Who's on her arm? We don't care. Uh, Is that Salpina? Like, Salpina. Looks like Robert Townsend. Uh, <laughs> do. I thought it was Salpina. Salpina. Yeah, it kind of looks like uh, him, too. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Yeah. See, it's, come on. It's too, you can't be putting that in front of me at this time. How right, don't you know about it? her and I do? All right, look, uh, Ab Liva, we don't care, okay? It's whole verse. Pusha T was perfect. Sandman made a hypnotic reference. That couldn't save the verse, but I'm a mark for hypnotic. I've never drank it. I never will. I just like the color. It's so uh, disgusting. That's what I've heard, okay? It's how you make them incredible hoax. Okay? You would like uh, it because it's like, it's the sugar rush of, of the no, life. that's trash. Basically. I've never had it, but it's trash. The era of rappers talking about sipping that hypnotic. She an info, all that shit. Uh, Malice is cool. Yeah, but it really, it's the beat. It's the beat. I'm here for the beat. You okay. could put anybody on this beat, and I'm gonna like it. If okay. you like the song, one thing. Wait, welcome to one thing remix. If you like right. the song, one thing, you're gonna like <laughs> this. Yeah, exactly. There you go, uh, Jesse. Uh, eight minus notes say everyone killed it. Malice rapping about a woman brought it down. Huh? No one else was talking about woman. They were talking about like Pusha was. You mean Pusha T? The the drug game. Somebody. It sounded like Malice towards the end. The first. The first verse. Malice was the first verse. No, the first verse is Pusha. Right. Malice came on later talking about a woman, and I was like, this doesn't fit the rest of the verse. Pusha was talking about women. Was he? I heard drug yeah, talk. Yeah, he's a look at my fashionista black Korean creature. Chinchor oh. Dior. See, Donna Karen used to please her. That was years ago before them fives had breathers. He's talking about girls. Oh. He His last line is, submit your application to cook for the king. But before you're on the stove, let me tell you one thing. He's talking to women. We don't care. Uh, well, can we, can we can we wrap this up? Yes, after much shit. Track eighteen, ultimate flow. This is over. Will Kim drugs, drugs, uh, baby. Seven plus. Oh wow. Eight plus. Give uh, me, baby. Oh, I got that one wrong. Okay. Uh, flat eight. What do you think I gave it, Jesse? I uh, had you at a seven. <laughs> Come on. 
It's the closer. It's the, to me, without this, and this is like the classic clips trope in this period. It was like this on here or Nightmares on uh, Hell Hath No Fury. It's like that end of the Goodfellas. Did pretty good. 22 out of 36, 61%. Oh, that's very good. That's one of the best Rap Rankings game scores we've ever had. Yes. Um, This adds a different dimension to everything, I feel like. This is like that introspective record. It's not like Nightmares in the sense that, like, it's about the downfall necessarily. But I think it's about showing the other side to an extent of the lifestyle that's portrayed on here. And I like that they add this sort of morality to it. It makes malice it different than a lot of the, the... Yeah. I mean, Malice has the best verse on this song, and it's one of my top three verses on the entire tape. If not the best on the tape, yeah, top three. I mean, I know it doesn't fall in line with the rest of the tape, no, but, but how it, arresting it, it is and affecting it, it, it is. It does fall in line with the rest of the tape because you could look at it one of two ways. It's either him breaking kayfabe and just telling you how he really feels. Mm-hmm. Or he's just showing you the other side of the life that they haven't been portraying as much. It's been somewhat glamorized. Right. You know, these are the cocaine kingpins, and they have such a way with words and the way that they're going to talk about how they're running the game and everything like that. But this is the heart and soul here. To me, this is the other back. side. When and I mean, Push, Push has got a very good verse on here. But to me, just like on I'm a Hustler, where I said Push and nobody else came close, to me, I don't even want to hear an argument for another verse on this beat. Malice capped this off perfectly. And his wisdom and maturity brought the tape down to earth in a way that makes you like these guys and want to root for them and like, appreciate the fact that they're also giving you that honesty and talking about like, you know, on a, all, we're talking about quality street raps and all this stuff, but giving you that other side and giving you the emotion. Yeah. It being at the very end of the tape only makes it hit harder. You know, it was a great sequencing choice because putting this anywhere else, on the tape wouldn't have been as fitting. You got You had to earn this, you know? Yes. Uh, I was reading on the bad website that Pusha T told Sandman to do this verse. Cause he thought there was a lot of big in him. And I'm like, you set this fucking guy up. You don't sound like no fucking biggie. Okay. On this hook. Uh, but Man, ironically, uh, he did spit I mean, one of his best verses on the tape. He's just so. interpolating the drugs hook from Lil' Kim, but changing some of the words. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't big. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he had a pretty good verse. He had this, like, weightlifting scheme. You know, I worked out with some niggas from my strip. Started off slow. It was all curling nicks. A couple months later, I was dead lifting bricks. Then I added more weight with intent, intent to, get, to bigger. get bigger. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I'm here for Malice. Everyone yeah. brings it on here, and, we, and it is, we're getting good bars to close out the tape, but I just feel like this is such a stunning verse. 
from Alice. Perfect yeah. versus Lord of I haven't said so already. Um, it just adds a different level of dimension and pathos to all of this, where you could previously, if the tape had just ended on like one thing, you could make an argument that it, this is somewhat superficial outside of like hate it or love it. Mm-hmm. But this really grounds everything in in a, in a way that uh, I I like outros that feel like outros, right? It's it's an underrated feeling, honestly. Intros I, I, that feel like intros and outros that feel like outros are uh, not appreciated enough. I have archival audio before I I want to get back to malice in just a minute, but. I need to drive a point home. Uh, shout out to the father who suggests I do this throughout the review. I decided against doing it throughout the review, but I think in this specific instance, it's something I can draw the parallel to immediately. And it's Pusha T, where this isn't the end of the line for me in Pusha T. Hell Hath No Fury is really just an extension of this album or this mixtape. Um... It's not really until after that, maybe like after volume three, where things start to get a little shaky. Basically, on that road to Till the Casket Drops, Jesse, is where things start getting a little shaky for me. You know, start falling out a little bit with it. And I feel like the skill level is deteriorating to an extent as well at that time. But can you play this song and just let Pusha T's full verse run. Uh, you talking about Santeria? No. Uh, Ultimate Flow. Oh, you talking about... Oh, okay. Yeah. He right. leads off, uh, so I figured, you know, he just play this until his verse ends. Okay. Uh, Alright, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, in closing, effortless shit, the ultimate flow, you know. What you make it, your flow's a makeshift I draw this off inspiration, you trace shit Patience been my life story They say the trial's almost over and I can taste the glory It's hard to ignore me with this big-ass chain Or this bright-ass watch, all this big-ass bling One thing about it, see this more than a name Say the hell with the verse, still the re-up game Two zero comma five a key The peace symbol front of the V Fuck gold digger bitches My Giuseppe freaks uh, Mama I mean it's no harm You lack class and charm But I ain't got it either Accustomed to a certain way you're living Only know two ways of getting Either rap or unwrap If you ain't get it you ain't live it So if you ain't get it Your money tall as midget P Your man huh I know you like my style You got the feel looks It's the by the way, before we play Santeria, I just want to say um, that, like, that that's a great verse to me when he says, um, fucking, I write this off, I draw this off inspiration, you trace shit. That's an all-timer to me. 
It's a good. I mean, like I've heard a lot of lines like like you know y'all y'all just tracing stuff like that in hip hop. But uh, is I draw one? this off inspiration though. You trace shit. Yeah, it's good. Only no it's two a, it's ways of getting either rap or unwrap. I love that. <clears throat> you know yeah, he's got entendre. He's got some some shit in his verse. You know, um, I like Sandman flipping the original chorus to the drugs record. I I, I love Sandman's verse on here. Accustomed to the luxuries that cheese bring. I'm a grown man, baby at heart, still finding myself teething. The big faces got me fucked up. I admit I'm too weak to stay broke, say fuck it and suck it up. So I worked out with some redactors from my strip. And, you know, you were going from there earlier, reading some of those bars. You know, he has a good verse, but let's talk about this malice, okay? All the money in the world, and I ain't fulfilled. But what could be missing? I mean, the wrist on chill, the neck on frozen. I should feel like the chosen waterfront home overlooking the ocean. All these hues, one should be humored and amused. But more often than not, I find myself confused, cruising in that drop. And still I feel as if I'm nothing more than a hamster in a wheel. And it goes from there. Just that opening, like, Six to eight bars. Just incredible, man. And, you know, just he 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 blew me away back in the day. And still to this day, this verse carries an emotional resonance that like 90 percent of the other tracks on here just don't have. Um, you hear a verse like this and it's no surprise that, you know, he would be the the guy from the duo to flesh out his conscience and go do something else. You know, like it's, it's, it's evident. Like, Oh dude, the moment in the verse two, where he says, got to thank God for Kane. I guess that's the twist. Cause if I never sold my rhymes would sound like this. And then you just hear the beat, the boom, 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 those kicks. Yeah. Talking about, you know, I'd just be standing here looking funny, nothing to say, bunch of air and shit. And he goes in, finishes the last couple bars of his verse. My only knock on this is why was Malice not the last verse? I don't know. We don't care about... uh... We don't care about arm wear charm and swagger crammed out. We've heard crammed out a million to fuck the cream. Okay. This isn't even like one of the better ab live verses on the tape. <laughs> but then, you know, we get Pusha T at the end, just like we got him at the end of re-up intro, you know, basically taking us out with some ad libbing. Repping the crew, shouting everybody out, talking his shit. And then, you know, and you know me, don't even try it. Neighborhood push. And that's it. Jesse? My notes just say I like this better than the Little Kim song. Uh, The last verse. uh, 
that that I relate to the hamster in the wheel, you know, with the workos. Them cam girls. Um, are are we not playing Santeria? Oh yes. Um, so we played the Pusha verse. He sampled this basically. He sampled drugs in a clear callback to this record on Daytona. And I just want to show you what he's doing now, basically. Wow. Don't call me a Pusha T hater when I just show boing boing this man for the last five hours or whatever. Like six hours. I don't this, know if a bad word was said about him from you tonight regarding this, his performance on this tape. On this tape, absolutely not. But this is just to illustrate the difference. That's all. Because I don't want to hear that there isn't a difference or, God forbid, people prefer what he's doing now to just how much more, like, raw and energized and hungry he was back then. All right. Well, here's this new age Pusha T bullshit. Santeria. Now that the tears dry and the pain takes over, let's talk this payola, payola. You killed God's baby when it wasn't his will and blood spill. We can't talk this shit over, this shit over. The Lord is my shepherd, I am not sheep. I am just a short stone's throw from the streets. I bring my offering, I will not preach. Awaken my demons, you can hear that man screaming. I'm no different than the priest, priest. Santeria, 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 Santeria. They say that death comes in threes, how appropriate, appropriate. Triple wreck the Russian like Soviets. Soviets Had the Kremlin, searching for the green like a gremlin Presidential emblem, presidential tint on the shit that I am driven in Woo-hoo. I just place orders and drop dollars Rottweilers roam the grounds, the Glock hollers The three of y'all too accessible Seen all the wrong moves, watching the untouchables We don't do vegetables, niggas get flatlined Welcome all beef, then we heat them with flat irons Your plans are Back fine. Think of double crossing the priest. Hail Mary. Repeat after me. Ah, uh, yeah. Yo, Carol Taco Bell. We know. <laughs> wow. Racist Mel is in the building. It's a callback. It's a callback. Okay. Uh, okay. Listen. He sounds like a parody of the old Pusha T to me. He's high on his own supply to use an appropriate. Uh, adage, I suppose. Okay. So, this is where I have to think that there's just like people never heard this shit, never gave it a close enough listen, or they're just, I don't know, like they're not comparing someone's work to like now to what they were doing before. It, it's just, a, it's he's a shell of his former self as far as I'm concerned. And this is like the record now where we're supposed to be calling back to We Got It For Cheap and everything like that on the Daytona album. You could hear the replay we're going to put out, give the full review of Santeria from us, what we had to say about it. But just to illustrate that, um, you know, I'm not a Pusha T hater. That's all. And Mel's not a Pusha T hater. Because at this point, we've done Lord Willen, got very good score, didn't get in a record club, but it did very well. You want to rank this thing? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I, I really, I really do. Uh, 
Well, you have a perfect takeaway. It's no skips for you. So here's no skips. No skips. Um, I mean, it's my favorite tape. What can I say? Uh, yeah, eighteen out of eighteen, hundred percent takeaway, one forty-two out of one eighty, seventy-eight percent average. Add it up, divide by two, eighty-nine percent weighted for you. Only two project. Well, get Richard I trying scored the same score, but it has one more track, so I have it. You know, due to the margin of error being higher, I have it above it. And Common Resurrection, I think, is my highest rated album on the show. Um, so this is my third highest rated project on the show, I suppose. This is going a mixtape board or what? Yeah, this is yeah. going to be on the mixtape board. Uh, got it. Uh, uh, I like 15 out of 18, 83% takeaway, 69% average. It's a 125 out of 180. Add it up, divide by two, my weighted rating, 76%. I think it's like my fourth favorite tape this, uh, this season. But uh, uh, I'm sorry, Wayne. I I tried, I tried, man. But you know, I'm not gonna rig it. Seventy six percent plus eighty nine percent added up divided by two. Rap rankings weighted rating of eighty two point five percent. The new number one on the mixtape board. As it should be. Wow. What you say, Jesse? I said as it should be. Oh man. Well, a lot of lists would agree. A lot of best mixtape lists. It ain't my favorite, but we know it's a two man operation. Actually, tonight's a three man. What, what's your score? What, what's uh, your I ain't, I ain't do all that. I know it's a perfect takeaway. Is, Mine is not going on this, the board. It doesn't matter. This man is in his I don't know what era right now. Okay, <laughs> perfect takeaway. I don't I don't know. He's in his two thirty one in the morning era. I understand. Hold on. <laughs> Is it going to average this? It's looking like an 88% or something. 100 divided by 75. Or 175 divided by 2, basically. Yeah, 100%. Number one in the hood, G. 88%. So we leave the mixtape season with uh, seven mixtapes in the mixtape record club. Number one, Clips and Reup Gang, We Got It For Cheap, Volume 2. Number two, Lil Wayne, Dedication 2. Number three, Drake, So Far Gone. Number four, Little Brother, Separate But Equal. Number five, Jadakiss, The Champ Is Here. Number six, Jay-Z, the S. Carter collection, which I guess he's giving away tonight. And Young Thug, Slime Season. Number seven. It it seems that we unwittingly saved the best for last this season. Uh, Gave him a classic season. Hotline King. Jesse Appearances. Haunted House Rankings. I got that Halloween special. Yeah, you're never getting as much Jesse ever again, listeners, in one season. Listen to the CM Punk of rap. He fucked All around right. and found out. Is this the longest you've been here, Jesse? Probably. Like in one session? Yeah, luck. well, not luckily, but yeah. The fiance is recovering from that boost, though, so she might not miss it. I mean, she might not notice that I was on rap all night. 
Well, we thank you for uh, coming on. And uh, when's the next time you're going to be joining us? Uh, in a few weeks. A few weeks. Okay. S- season 11 style. <coughs> I guess it's going to be a blue carpet affair next time we see you. Possibly. Oh, you're thinking of switching? Blue balls affair right now. I need to go touch something. Okay. Oh, good you Lord. Put that. What's her name? Harley Harrison. Harlow yeah. Harrison. I need that right now. Okay. But oh, yeah. Right. Well, let's wrap things up. It's 4.34 okay. in the morning. Go to sleep. <laughs> well, to uh, quote the end of the mixtape that we reviewed earlier this season and Pusha T's Mortal Enemy, uh, are we done? Uh, yeah, just like the butt plug popping out of Drake's butt at the end of that intro. That wasn't a butt And the liquid plug, pouring man. out. Uh, I think we are done with this classic season. This classic fucking season. Season 10, the mixtape season. Wow. Amazing season. Another one in the books. All right. I'm not going to say if it's classic or not, okay? Because that's up to the audience to decide, but but I hope we did justice to mixtapes, okay? Shout out to all the DJs. Now they go back under the paywall. Back behind the paywall. Back behind that damn paywall, okay? So... Yeah, it's been fun. You know, I just like. Whoa! Get down to the ground! Yo. What's Yo. happening? We got guys? the building surrounded! I, I don't know. Just chill. Surprise, surprise! Jake, what the fuck is this? It's a giveaway! Hold your fire! What is happening? What is happening right now? I give you away to the authorities. Move it! I'm not doing. I'm not. I'm not. Hey. I'm not. Stop resisting! No, I'm not resisting. Why are you? Like, I, I didn't do. I didn't do it. I take it easy on him. He's just a kid. Say, what did you do, man? What do you mean? It was a good run. Ten seasons. What did You're we still do? Number one I didn't. Why would you about? do this? We don't have to worry about the board anymore. Can you just untighten it one night? You have three albums in the top 20. Like, what's happening here? Look, I'm here to... Officer, what did I do? What did I do? What did we... It's a giveaway. I'm giving you away, and I'm giving away the tape. I'm not a false advertiser. I'm a man of my word. Stop resisting me! I'm not resisting. I I just want to know what I did. What did I do? What did I do? Calm down, Mel. It's a legal distribution of copyrighted material, namely mixtape. He did this! He set us up! It's a distribution? Officer, officer, this guy he he gave us a mixtape plant, and this was all his idea. We didn't, we just, we were trying to. We didn't even press up any other mixtapes. We were, we were trying to do this for our friend. This is Jesse. Jesse, tell him. Tell him. <laughs> yeah, I, I just recorded a tape with, with their beats, and. I, I don't know what the hell is going on now. There's even a new mixtape on the Patreon. Officer, officer, this you is... You didn't sell any of this, Jay. You like DJ Drama. No, no, That's who no. They're like. This is they're nothing like, like DJ Drama, Jay. They're like the affiliates in DJ Drama. I just, stop! Don't even get me started on the samples. That's, oh my God. Officer in need of assistance from Animal Control. Jesse, did you guys clear those samples? Jay... Did you really set up Mules and Mel this way? 
It's gonna be okay. It was a good run. And maybe we can do the show. You and me. No, Jay, this is property of Move and Mel. This is their setup. This is their thing. I'm just a third member. I don't want to do a show with you. It would be Hove, Hove and Jesse. No, this is the the work of Mules and Mel. And we're gonna this and you know what we're gonna start with and I was I was fucking tripping on all of my albums first. No. Jesse here, oh. I gave I gave you a personalized Jay, signature I don't, for I don't the product right collection mixtape. I don't care about the tape right now. Mules and Mel are Jesse in handcuffs. From Hove. Jay, you're gonna I, pay no, for this. Oh, get, get away. Go away. Get away from me. Yeah, don't worry. Why are the cops I, they're not, here? They're not going to do anything to you. Jesse, it's Jesse, for them. Jesse, can you hear Jesse. Mel. Jesse. Oh. Jesse. Jesse. Look, I don't know what's going on. Listen, you got to hold down the show. Take I care of Rad. Just take care of Rad. I got you guys. Okay? I don't know how. To, I don't know how to run Zencaster, but I, the, I got the you guys. Passwords, the uh, password. Uh, it's it's a Bella. It's a Bella slave. One S. Oh. One S. Jesse. And bleep that, Jesse. All, All right. the assets are on the Google Drive. Oh. Hold it down, man. Hold it down. Uh, all right. I don't know what just happened, but, you know, I'm going to hold the show down. Free moves amount. I know that State of the Rankings has been recorded for season 10. So Ain't no show. Like, what? No. What are you still doing here, It's Jay? over. I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss for words for you, Jay. They Jesse, did a whole a season guy. celebrating you. I know I'm a good guy. You're not a good guy. Moose and Mel are great guys. I hope you still have happy. three albums in the top twenty. Is By the way, you who won them? your giveaway? Can I have a copy hey, don't of talk your to tape? Me right now? You have a copy already. I don't know what the hell you're doing. I did what I had to do. Like these are these are my friends. You're you're just a, a rapper that I've enjoyed over the years. The number one. We we know you're number one. That's not what's important right now. This show doesn't need to continue. They've said all they need to say. No, we have we have big plans for the show. You know, we, we got to fix this, Jay. I hope you're happy taking that deal for the plant. No, I need you to use some of your, your power and your influence now to free moves and mouth. It's not going to happen. Not now. You, like, not you ever. made them political it prisoners. It will now. never happen. Not today, not tomorrow, not ever. Not ever. Ain't no politico. What the fuck, Jay? I did it again, nigga. I have drops now. Classic, shoulda went triple. No, we, we know, okay? It's number, number one, one on the board. board. We know. I know what y'all niggas asking yourself. The answer was no. You fell off. Yes, you fell off. We were asking, oh, were you ever going to fall off back in 1997? No. Enough with the drops. We got to fix this move the mail thing now. We're not going to fix anything. Enjoy the mixtape release. <sighs> Fucking Jay, man. This mixtape is not more important than my friends. Listen. It's getting late, and it's been a very long day. I think what's best is for me to say farewell. And you take care of yourself. Jay, you, you get the fuck out of here. I'm going to try to figure out you know, how we're going to resolve this. I'm going to try to keep the ship running. I know that Mules and Mel have already recorded uh, State of the Rankings. And yeah, I've got to figure out how to free them and 
what the hell we're going to do from here. But you get the fuck on out of here for now, Jay. Hopefully forever. No more red cap. We going home. But before we do, I got one last soundbite for the road. <laughs>